Squat. Hit, hit squat. Don't hit squat. I no. said start. That's a different thing. Don't hit him. That's a wrong thing. Which was which one's the wrong thing? Start he... or squat? Hitting squat. Oh, okay. Why yeah, don't do hit that? squat. No one drew squat yesterday. Squat. I just realized. That's what? insane. No, I already did. No one drew squat yesterday. True. That was weird. Maybe he's exiting oh. meme status and he's a legacy meme the now. The sport is like the elves leaving Middle Earth. He's going off to the Grey Havens. He's leaving yeah. the world of men. <clears throat> His time has passed. He was always, I, th I feel, above the world of men. I think so too. And he would never claim that because he's very humble. He, yeah, he wept tears for the world of men. <laughs> yes. Public and live. Question is, acceptable by the average human being? Uh, me, yep. I have it open right now. Use oh my, my YouTube radar. Maybe I can figure it out. Yep. I can see people in chat. They've discovered the stream. Found out. Damn it. Oh, that's too bad. I just wanted to talk about a shitty little cartoon show for children. Peace. But oh well. Oh well. Oh wait, <sighs> that isn't the correct chat. Gonna... Oh my god, how can you? Dare what you? have you fucking done? <laughs> Look, oh my god, accident, help. And I think that this this show to a degree is about accidents, or rather, events to some extent. So maybe if you watched it, then you'd be forgiving of my mistake. That's what I maybe. think. Unless you really know what you fucking think. There you go. Yeah. Here we are. Oh my god, there they are. The sound. No music. Wait, these people are giving you money. What's that about? Street Griffin. They want to know <laughs> about our opinions. So they're like, here's money. Tell me your, your opinion. Some people's opinions That's are pretty really weird. worth around here. Oh. Seriously. Well, hey. What are you thinking that about, right? Who is it in this call you think? Um, let me. How's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Random number generator. <laughs> oh no! Men, Wait, what are we doing? <laughs> it's gonna be I'm me. I'm determining who has the mo the shittiest opinion. All right. Let's check Twitter. It's me. Number. Well, that one can't be right. All right, it's metal. <laughs> wait, metal was is it you? Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Metal is absolutely <laughs> the person. Hey, hey. You have to be nice to me. Um, at least another three, four-ish hours. It's I, unbelievable. I take That's why. Right. Number generators. Everybody, 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 everybody in chat. Did you go to metal? Happy birthday. Uh, Even though it's not birthday. actually. Yeah, three hours, you go to tell yeah, happy It's still birthday. his birthday, right? It is still my birthday, yeah. Oh, it is, oh right. That's, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Happy birthday, you fuck. Insane. Well, thank you. That's happy pretty birthday. wild. It's still your birthday? Yeah, it's like it's oh, like a twenty-four. Save some thing. birthday for the rest of us. Yeah. No, I'm gonna oh, take really, it all. You're really, uh, you're Chav, really fucking milking this. Please, Wait, Phil. Why, why is chat saying know. two doomers? Do I have an yeah, audio echo? Chav, just let me know. I put Duma twice in the title. <laughs> Doomer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Double Duma. Wow. Based. Someone's popular. Look, that's good. That's good yeah. for SEO. I'm good in the algorithm right now. <laughs> I saw that Vosh uh, has uh, reacted to that debate. Yeah, Vosh just made two videos about me, so <laughs> yeah, I want to type out my full name. That's why you're help here. You you're at the topic of the town. You know, I don't care about your arcane right. opinion. You're the talk of the town. 
Yeah, we will lure you in. Get wrecked. People will jump in and be like, oh, is Mueller and Duma have <clears throat> about politics? Oh, they're talking about gay little shit. God, I hope not. Please. No, <laughs> I need to mute my Twitter. Dude, I want to talk about just make videos We're going to be talking about a really cool, little, neat, little show. Wow. Well, not little. Way to give show, away but... what you think already. Jeez, there was a mystery. Yeah. Little and neat. We're, we're going to talk about an okay show. No budget indie show. I've done show. no such thing. Um, well, hey, thanks, say... Chad, for all the birthday wishes. Thank, th thank you. Thank you. It's very nice of you, Chad. Very gracious. Very generous. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty cool. Kind. It's kind. They're all right sometimes. Yeah, they have their moments. They have their moments. Yeah, you're in for a wild ride, chat. Once again, we've done this before with many things. You're gonna have to wait until right at the end, until any of us slapping numbers on it, so that you can explode with anger or agreement. Either way, but yeah, I think I love it when people explode with agreement. <laughs> I am so <laughs> fucking okay with what you said. <laughs> That is so no, true. That's, that's fine, I guess. True. <laughs> I'm glad we enjoyed this together. That was fucking awesome. So yeah, have a lovely evening. Ah. Oh, oh my god. You do. You love like you. A, uh, distorted like robot. This was very scary. I know. Jay's <laughs> no, practicing, practicing the voice acting. He's going to be a robo toyed in. Uh, oh, in man. I was going to be a robot for. I might be a robot for like 20 more minutes because I'm currently uploading the. The thing. Oh. There we go. That, that helps. Oh, the I thing. Heard of the thing. thing? Uh, that's a movie. That's already the out thing there. That you saw it. the live stream that you were watching. That one. Oh. The bit that you were there for. Oh. Which part now? You're gonna have to fill in the rest of us. Ew. I mean, it, it was a. <laughs> it was an air quote debate. <laughs> it was a what? Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't debate. It was. Uh, that was a different one. I'm uploading the one where I, I react to a, a relevant. We can mention. Oh. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to talk to Irrelevant. He said he was going to have me on, and then he got busy. Unfortunately, Ooh, he got busy. So lost and confused. Oh, he's not having you on anymore. Uh, he probably is. We're friends. Um, but I, uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I have some issues with what he said. I'm gonna put it that way. Um, I do can, as well. You can tell people you're well, not streaming on Twitch. I am happening? streaming on Twitch. Twitch.tv/jxy. That's that's exactly what you'd expect. Is it all one word? Yes, it is. There you go. Easy. Are you have you got a regular slot, or are you just randomly whomping in? No, I just randomly whomp. All right, that's the way I like it. Um, so I stream. Know, I stream for five minutes every hour. I'm going to go ahead and guess that the people who are listening to this on VOD, this is a nine-hour video, so we better get started. Yeah, yeah. you only nine. Yeah, I feel like that's a good guess. We'll see. We'll see if I'm 100% wrong or not. Um, I'm a little bit... It's unfair because I can choose 11. to end it whenever I want, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, I can true. make myself correct. But yeah, we'll probably do it the same style we always do. A chronological breakdown and then conclusions, but not before everyone giving a little blurb <laughs> on what they think of the show. Uh, Rags, can you do your random numbery thing again? And that's how we'll determine can. who, what order people will talk a little bit about what they thought of the show overall. That's a great idea. Minimum one, maximum one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right. I will now generate a number, and that number is four. Jay is first. Go, Jay. Oh, I liked it a lot. Um, I was much more. Imp I found it um, to be much more impressive than I found myself invested in it in points, though. Um, there were, in the first three episodes, I would think, this is really well written and executed and animated, I can tell. 
but uh, the investment wasn't particularly there for more uh, there for me until the next few episodes. Um, I was crazy invested uh, in the middle, and then my investment slipped again towards the end. But I was still recognizing that it was a massive, a massively well-made show. Um, the I the the things that I am most impressed with, or I guess most invested with, the elements that I'm most invested in are the characters. Um, uh, by Jinx, um, Victor, and uh, Caitlin being like my personal favorites. Um, I am invested in the character relationships that we get, and I am very impressed with the show and, and the animation as well. It's, it's just gorgeous the whole time. Very well. Rags, who's next? Let me hit the number generator button and we shall find out. Generate! <gasps> number six, it's metal. Oh, that's me. I liked the show a whole bunch. It was really nice and good. Uh, it was much more mature than I expected it to be. At some point you realized, oh shit, we're not fucking around. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think I was, no, no, I don't think. I know I was pretty much invested the whole time, especially in my second uh, watch through because I was just looking for, for neat little details and stuff. Because uh, it starts kind of okay, and then we hit a certain point, point, you're like, all right, I'm in. I want to see everything now. Uh, looks awesome. A lot of, lots of well-written characters in there, I would say. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's my little blurb. Go ahead. Okie dokie, um, let's see who's next. Just one small what? thing. I just thought it was funny. Someone in chat was saying their favorite characters are the Professor and Vance. <laughs> 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 I also like Vance. <laughs> Vance is my. It's like. <laughs> Next up, it's number five. It's smaller. Oh my goodness. Ah. So, I originally watched this after about a month of people recommending it to me. Maybe I got the timeline wrong there, but me and Frank were like, "Hmm, this or Afterlife?" We still need to watch that, by the way. Um, yes. I've heard it's very good. So we we're like, I guess we'll throw this on. I don't know. And it was like, first two episodes were like, this is a fine show. Nothing really that's that's stimulating the old heart and brain, though, that much. And then episode three happened. We've gone over this a couple times on different streams. It was just <laughs> surprising, shocking. We'll get there in terms of uh, bold storytelling choices, as well as uh, a couple of scenes that are just fucking top tier for storytelling, IMO. Um, and from that point, I was just hooked and watched three straight through to the rest. Um... I was pretty invested in a lot of things. It was only on subsequent viewings of the show that I picked up a shit ton more that was in it. And it um, constantly makes me think about the nature of actually absorbing stories and how much I pick up subconsciously before consciously because of uh, I think I liked this show more than I had picked up about it at first. But at this point, I've got like infinite things to say about basically every person involved and uh, the world, the plot line. It's absolutely better than it has any fucking right to be it doesn't make any sense <laughs> almost that this is this good and um it's a treat it was a really wonderful thing to be able to watch not just because i think it's pretty well written but um it's cool to have such a crazy fantasy sci-fi world that isn't absolute garbage which we often get these days because man i mean you know i, I say that as if uh this will this will change things lord of the rings is on its way um brace for impact with that one and uh -huh. um yeah. Oh, uh, I, I don't know if there's any worthwhile special mentions rather than just we'll eventually get into the, the whole thing, but um, 
Yeah. Got some 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 great plot lines happening. Some really fun uses of uh, challenging characters. A, a villain that, for all intents and purposes, is scoring incredibly high with basically everybody. And it's been a while since we've had one of them. I would say with new stuff. Yeah. Um, and okay, I I on. was pretty much fully invested in everybody. There wasn't really a story where I was like, oh, more of this, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, which was really fun for me. Next up, the number generator. I have to hit it until it, you know, gives me what I want <laughs> as life is. Uh, you're getting, if you're getting is repeat next. numbers, I know a different service you can use that doesn't do that. I mean, we're only doing, to, it's not that huge deal. It's all right. You say it was me next? It is. Oh my god. Uh, okay, well, I've been playing League of Legends for a very, very long time, since season two, so that's like ten years or so. Uh, I saw that this no. was coming out, and I thought it was going to be shit, because, you know, it's the League of Legends Netflix animated series. <laughs> um, but I was intensely surprised by how much of a, I don't want to, I guess, mature as a mm -hmm. story it is. Like, there's clear vision behind it, and it, it is trying to be something as opposed to being, I guess, a corporate sludge product. Uh and there's some really stellar character work going on in it, and characters that I really enjoy from the game are treated exceptionally well, and it's really fucking pretty to look at. And it's got teeth. <laughs> like, it's willing to be very unpleasant with some of the subject matter it wants to tackle, and I really appreciated all of that. I really, really like this show. It's amazing. Wait, all right. I thought you no, meant just next. just everything Theo said. Everything that Theo said was just just incredible. <laughs> I was well, I was all you. for it. That was that was great. Next up, it's Doomer. Hey, so um, I'm a I'm a really big fan of the show. Um, probably some people in chat know that I'm in the middle of like what's probably going to be at this point a two and a half maybe three hour video talking about it. Um, I think it is very good, uh, and I, I need to get that out of the way up front because. I'm assuming I will end up being the most critical person, and that's not because I don't like it. That's because I think it is good enough that it deserves to not be treated with kid gloves and you know taken seriously. Which is just saying that is very very high praise coming from me. I, I think it's a, I think it's incredibly good. Um, I don't think it's perfect. There are some areas where I wish it was better, but like my, if I had to sum it up in in a very brief like sentence, like if this is the future of product placement and this is. I would be very, very optimistic if we see anything even vaguely like this coming up, coming down the pipeline. You know, if, if this is how you sell a product is to make a show that's this good, that would just be incredible. It, 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 it has the potential to reverse my pessimism about the film industry um, almost by itself, which is incredibly high praise. So, yeah, it's a very, very good show. All right. He's spoken, and now it is. I'm clicking. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Fringy's next. Okay. Um, I guess it's the same story in terms of watching it. It was getting recommended for a few months, and uh, when so many people are saying that a show is really good, uh, and that you know, including like people who uh, perspectives you generally align with, that's pretty interesting, especially considering that it's a League of Legends. TV show on Netflix. Um, so yeah, I watched it. 
and I was very surprised. I don't think I was expecting, even with all of the recommendations, I don't know that I was expecting to watch a show that was so mature, um, clearly the product of passion that someone had an idea for a story they wanted to tell and were able to execute on it. Um, this show is really great. Putting to one side the incredible production values, great voice acting, incredible animation and art style, um, a really cool soundtrack as well. Um, it's just really strong character writing throughout. And when you're writing like eight or nine really great characters who have their own stories um, and their own journeys that they're going on, uh, strong themes permeating a lot of those stories tied into a pretty sound plot. It's like, man, you know something really well. This show is really great. And I think when I first watched it, I think I just felt that it was good. But the more that I think about the show, the more it improves in my mind. So I, I think it's pretty great. And I'm looking forward to talking about why. Very well. All right. Here we go. We're down to the wire. Just one and two left. Let me click the button. Oh, my goodness. It's me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's Rags on deck. We're ready to go to talk about Arcane. So Arcane has been the most uh, recommended thing to us ever. And we've been recommended things a lot. And not only was it the most recommended thing ever that we consistently were getting, it was getting praised by everyone. Everyone was talking about how amazing it was. So before the CFAP, during the last week or so, in two sittings, I decided uh, alongside Mahler to give the show a watch. And it is uh, it's probably one of my favorite shows that I've seen. Uh, I am thoroughly impressed with it back to front. And well, what we do on EFAP, we sort of have an unofficial uh, Olympic diving score that we give things, which is the more complex and complicated and higher that something shoots to be, then the the higher weight that its number kind of carries. And the fact that there could be so many characters that and characters, I think, are the strength of this um, of the show. There are so many of them. Uh, in a plot line that you know involves them all, that I, it's it's thoroughly impressive that we don't just get a character or two that are good or three or four. We get we get it, it's difficult to choose who your favorite is. Um, I I'm thoroughly impressed with the show. I really really enjoyed the vast majority of it. It was a pleasure to watch. The voice acting was great. The animation was um, very well done. Uh, especially on the emotional side, the world was interesting and magical and just just a, a, a wonderful place, sort of. Um, it, it was just always visually interesting, and you always wanted to hear what the characters were saying. And I really, really, um, I really, really like the show. Definitely gets a huge seal of approval from me. And now, may as well keep rolling it leaves. until you get Das's number. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> let me go ahead and do that. Let me go ahead and roll through. Okay, eight, seven, seven, eight, five, four, one, four, two. 
one, four, one, seven, four, seven, three. There we go. Hey, you I'm back and tell us what you think about the show. Yeah, so um, I have absolutely zero experience with the League of Legends franchise. I've never played the game. Well, no, that's not true. I played it once and uh, didn't think it was for me. But anyway, um, that was what concerned me when I saw the recommendations coming up about the show from everybody that I trust to have good opinions. So um, I was concerned that having not played the game, it was going to you know cause a problem, but that's not the case at all. Uh, I think anybody can enjoy the show. Uh, and the the word mature comes up a lot, and uh, they're not wrong at all. It was because uh, I was expecting it to be kind of like a sanitized product, you know, because everybody was always like so uh, jovial and, you know, just quippy in the game as far as, you know, my friends seem to uh, portray it. But it was actually, yeah, it was very mature in that regard. Lot of different characters and what's interesting too is like i didn't really uh care too much for game of thrones because there were too many characters and that's just a personal gripe for me but then this show comes along and finally the one and only show with lots of characters that i actually really got into and had trouble picking a favorite so um i have a few favorites but we'll just get into it later when we get into the synopsis i really really enjoy this show i hope all of the seasons up until like you know the end holds up just as well as this one did because this one went went up with a bang so um yeah this is fantastic and i'm really glad that i took the time to see it i've seen it twice and then a third time before the uh show or before this this show so i was ready to talk about it and i'm I'm stoked i was looking forward to this day all week so let's fucking go beautiful um people are saying that i'm quieter than everyone else uh, how do I sound well, on you guys' you, end? I mean, you sound I mean, you weren't talking. Fine to me. You are totally fine. fine. Hmm. There must be something to do with something else. Something in OBS, maybe. Does that make me louder? Or... Mm. Maybe it's mm. your mic output. Through I will be OBS. right back. It's not. See, in Discord, you're just normally at 100%. And you sound exactly. totally fine. Yeah. I mean, it seems that all of you are level for me, so if I just lower everybody in the call collectively through yeah, OBS, then you yeah. can just boost the stream, presumably. But we'll try that. Hooper is quieter. Well, maybe I'll just try and get closer to the mic so that I'm louder. Yeah, you what sound fine for just, us. Like, mess with you um, so that you actually are really loud for the rest of the stream? What if that's been agreed upon on the subreddit? Damn. Mean. Do you think Free. they have that level of coordination? Perhaps. No. No, it's a, no. It's a secret plot by Mahler. He wants Whoa. to be louder. Um, oh, okay. He's got, ch he's got, got chat plants. I got so many knobs on my mixer that I don't even know what they do. Yeah, I have that problem sometimes. Does that make I me don't, louder? I don't have a cool one? fancy mixer. I've got a... Mine's small. Mixer. It's a... I, got, I got way too many knobs on my mixer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Thunder said it sounds fine, and I trust him quite a bit yeah. with in chat as a as an ear person. So I doubt know. he'd lie to us. Um. All right. Well, hopefully that's leveled it out a bit better. Uh. Regardless, I suppose it's time for us to begin talking about this show, like Yay! chronologically. Like I said, I think we're just going to try and go through the events. Um. The 
The way we tend to do this, and this is going to be one of the longest one ever, we did this with WandaVision, kind of. We definitely did it with Falcon the Winter Soldier. Uh, we didn't really do it with Loki. But you kind we of try and go it through it. Game. You try and go through it, but only using information we've been given so far, rather than connecting oh. it to future events. And then instead, you would draw back to those past events when you want to make a point. Um, it can be tough. But the idea with that is that we can we can put some people on an adventure who have no intention of watching the show. There's going to be at least one in chat who's like, nah, fuck that, it's cartoons, or that it's League of Legends, fuck Um, So we can give them a bit of that experience. And so all I recommend is that if you're like, you see the introduction of a character doing a particular thing, and you're like, ooh, that relates to episode 7 when they do it, and you're like, maybe, maybe put that in a note, maybe. Um, I will, it's, you know, just so that we can, um, it, it, it should make it so that we go relatively good speed through. Rungo dies. Um. Sorry. Rungo? No. Uh. Yeah, I figure that's, like, the, the, the smartest way to do it. Who knows? But, uh, hmm. I wonder seems, if... Yeah. Like, it's, it seems very similar to how we did Squid Game, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that was, that's how we did that as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, just, we'll just go as we go and flow as, as the flow flows. Now, I'll start by saying that when, when Fringy and I booted this up, I wasn't really that super invested or interested. I was just like, here we go, it's mm -hmm. a TV show, let's do it. And um, I suppose the interesting thing is just, like, immediately I was like, oh... We're um we're not doing like you'd you'd further expect maybe just some character waking up in a room or, or some maybe event or something, but it's just like this dark mist flowing over this war torn bridge, you're like um with a soundtrack <laughs> that's like really haunting. Also a little girl singing a song in a very like you could call it uh juxtaposed, I suppose, but in a in a way that's familiar with horror. We're just and like a really scratchy um, editing as well. Yeah, um, which is really cool and interesting. Um, uh -huh. But I don't know. Just immediately, you're just like, what the hell. <laughs> like, this is tone better. How it begins. <laughs> you know, Are we supposed to be having dark. fun? <laughs> no. Is this, a, is this is this about the toxicity in the it's game? About... What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a League of Legends game. We're going to establish very quickly. We're not here to have fun. No. <laughs> mm. Uh. Yeah, so I, I think to myself, like, what should I even say about this scene? Or should I just summarize it as one would when first seeing the show? Which is, it seems like some big battle has happened on a bridge. We follow two girls who are making their way across it. They bump into some guy who seems to point to someone they love being dead. And then he picks them up and takes them away. Uh... And so, like, obviously this is just one of those things where you're just like, I'm assuming I will gain more from this at some point in the future, but this this is a big, big old event. And I think all the show wants you to take from it for now is that this is when Powder and Jinx... Ross, fucking hell. <laughs> this is when... <laughs> this is when again. Powder and Vi would have first, like, properly engaged a significant relationship with this guy who uh, is Panda, but, you know... Names aren't exactly spoilers for now. I say that ironically when there is one, technically speaking. Um, yeah, so it's just something for your mind to chew on, I suppose, this whole scene. Um, I think we're going to have to come back to it to talk about... Well, there's, there's, there's one thing to point out really quickly. 
like if you look at the faces, the facial, like the expressiveness of the animation is incredible for basically the entire show. But yes. this, this scene in particular is like, one of the best. Like it, it's it's a bit odd because there's there's an animation problem we'll probably get into later. But like the the expressiveness, like Mahler was pointing out, especially of the eyes, is just like spectacular throughout the entire show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, got really okay. good range and also a lot of just like realistic touches as well that are really impressive. Um. Like the little things that you don't typically expect, to, or maybe you do expect to see them now because of how much 3D animation has been improved. But I mean, I will say it's just nice to see more stuff doing styles that aren't just the standard Disney Pixar like general style. Yeah, feels like Spider Verse is kind of in. I mean, this show was started production. I'm pretty sure, like, or at least was being developed like around that point anyway. But I, I guess it's just nice to see that we got more stuff that's trying to be more experimental in terms of art style and animation. And they're using all of the effort they put into the facial expressions to tell you things without actually yes. directly telling you them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Nice. For sure. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of it's times... Not... Uh, I was going to say, there's, there's a lot of times where it seems more expressive than if they had, like, real actors, which is... Just, um, mean, well, I feel like yeah. is, uh, this is probably going to be a broader topic, but it might be... Uh, I, I don't know if it's worth mentioning now or talking about later, actually. I guess about animation and, and like, tone and, and, like, the benefits and drawbacks and... Yeah, we, we can save that for later. Um, I suppose I wouldn't mind reading out the song that Powder sang, but we can talk about what the song might mean mm. probably by the time we hit the end of the show. Um, this scene will definitely be something we come back to. Um, but yeah, the song she's she's singing it while uh covering her eyes, obviously, because Vi would have told her to while listening to all the carnage, and that's uh, part of what I think we go from her assumption of what's happening, which is why I think the first half of the scene is more stylized, and then the second half, mm -hmm. which is just Vi looking at the actual things happening. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it goes, dear friend across the river, my hands are cold and bare. Dear friend across the river, I'll take what you can spare. I ask of you a penny, my fortune it will be. I ask you without envy, we raise no mighty tower. Well, sorry, I'll just read it all out. It's, it's obviously done in a tune, but um, <laughs> my fortune it will be. I ask you without envy, we raise no mighty towers. Our homes are built of stone, so come across the river and find. And she's cut off because they've stopped. But then the song ends and find the world below. Um, I never, never, never realized that's in the song. <laughs> and then the context becomes clearer later. I would argue sure. it sums up the nature of basically the origin of all conflict, that song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the show. Interesting to think about. Yeah, just keep it in your back pocket for now. All right. The last thing I'd say is right important about this scene is that like he's clearly taken them away, but the show you have to think when when a show is made with purpose, so like not Boba Fett, you have to think about why. <laughs> Boba Fett has a lot of purpose. Dude, to that back. I mentioned Boba Fett so many times when I was covering this, <laughs> just as the anti this. <laughs> it came up with me as well because because every Wednesday we watch the new excrement that comes out yeah. of Disney <laughs> for the book of Boba Fett, and then we watch this. And it's such a stark night and day difference that it it's kind of it's kind of jarring. It gives you mental whiplash. It does. 
like especially after the last episode we watched i was like fuck what are we doing <laughs> i mean i think you went straight to bed because you were like I, i'm lethargic as fuck now i'm gonna go <laughs> i can't stop like fucking league of legends is being less self-indulgent with its fan service and fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know, imagine that look at this thing <laughs> The, the fan service is actually amazing because there, there's more of it yeah. than I realized, but it doesn't it, it doesn't interfere with the story at all. It's yeah. How many people here? I get maybe we should start off. Who of the eight guests that we have? Um, how many have played League of Legends or are familiar with it? We go I left to right game. and then quick answers. Yeah, sure. I, I'm I'm somewhat familiar. I played it, but I didn't know very much about the lore. So I'm maybe like a five out of ten knowledge. Uh, I did play it, but a long time ago, and even when I did, I wasn't familiar with the lore that much. I played it for like 20 minutes, roughly four years ago. I forgot who I played, and I have no background <laughs> in, like, I have no background on the game whatsoever. Yeah, I, I played it for roughly 20 minutes, probably a bit longer than that ago, uh, on an account that I named after my friend's mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> I feel like Theo might be able to... Oh, then again, I could have Googled it, but I remember joining when Shivana was just released. So... Oh, fuck. Yeah, it was quite quite a while ago. I played for a good, like... I, I was still playing it when I met Metal. So, from when Shivana mm -hmm. released, at least to 2015. And then petered out. Joined back, played for a couple months, and then stopped. And I've recently started playing it again because of the show. <laughs> um, so... I know gotcha. a decent chunk about League of Legends, but uh, there's plenty I don't know. Oh, wait, it's me. Uh, yeah, I played it a lot back in the day as well. Probably like 2013 is when I first played it. Man, that game has been out for a long time. Fuck. Yep. Uh, yeah, I played it a lot. I was never good at it, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> at some point, I just started playing only ARAMs because I took longer and longer breaks, and every time I went back, all the items changed. And I was like, fuck this. Uh, but yeah, n no idea about the lore. Uh, but yeah, I'm very familiar with the, with the characters and items and how the game works. I myself, I have never played League of Legends, and I know nothing about it, other than it makes you hate yourself. <laughs> True. <laughs> and your friends. I was going to say, no, you like you, you just hate everyone else. And uh, I guess for me, uh, like I said, I've been playing the game for in the vicinity of 10 years, and I'm also an avid enthusiast for the lore and stuff, because I think there's some good shit in there, even if there's also plenty of misses. With that in mind, did you have anything, um, did you have any foreknowledge about the events that were going to happen? A lot, yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. The, well, I, I would say that um, me and Fring, when we were watching it, despite my knowledge being like, and his being even less, we were able to see a, a couple of things coming because of knowledge of the game. Um, wow. But yeah. nothing that would have yeah. spoiled the experience in any way. Mm hmm. But you certainly don't need to play the show to get anything out. Uh, play the, play the <laughs> game to get anything out of the show. Uh, you do need to play the show to get forth. things out of it, I would yeah, say. I would recommend play playing the show. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, yeah. Take it off, paused mm. every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> the me, the E fat me. Yeah, we'll um, we'll probably with Theo being the lead on that, uh, try and give insight on how it's done something that's respectful to the game at the same time as doing other things. Because um, mm. I suppose all I'd say right now is that the the track, if you will, of 
this is a show for the the people who played the game is almost invisible to the show watchers, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, which is yeah, pretty cool. I, I think that's I think that's one of the like best things you can say about it is that like most people would think I don't want to watch the League of Legends TV show. I'm not going to get it. I think that's like the, probably the biggest reason people don't watch it, and that just does not matter at all. Yeah, not at all. Um, it's funny because like, yeah, I feel I like don't know for people who play, I feel like for people who played the game, were like a show about League of Legends. That's probably just going to be wacky, dumb bullshit. That's what I was that, thinking. That, that's that's why I that's why I just never really had any interest in watching it. So there you and go. The only Are reason anybody... I did watch it is because Maul and Fringy did watch it, and I was like, "You go go watch it now." I was like, "Okay." Yeah, basically. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if, if you haven't seen it yet and you were worried about that, now's your chance to turn back. We're about to spoil the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Very slowly. Yeah, it's gonna take <laughs> a while. Very slowly. You you have many chances to turn back. You can't complain. Um. So the one the last thing I was just gonna say about this scene, especially expressions. Uh, Vi seems at some level of just sad, but also with uh, Vander at some level of peace. She looks over and um, she's got like this this shot of the enforcers, which at this point oh, just oh god, it's so good come across as uh, definitive antagonists. Yes. Um, this is what the police are to these people. <laughs> and then we cut back to her, and she's, like, angry. Makes a lot of sense, obviously. They're the people who killed mm -hmm. the people we saw there. And then the final shot, uh, moving up and looking at the towers of Piltover, which, to me, just summarizes exactly what the, the base of this show's uh, drama is going to be about. They are leaving the pretty city. They're not going to. Well, just it. having the city risen just over all this red smoke, death, and destruction looking glorious. Mm hmm. Like, you know. Bread. <laughs> um, so, yeah, excellent prologue. We're going to talk more about why it's so good later. But I think it's fair for a lot of people to watch and be like, I have no idea what's going on. It's like, that's. <laughs> it's fine considering it's the first couple minutes of a this yeah. season of TV, and it, it rarely will you know what's happening. In a... you, you, you don't know what's going on, but like the audiovisual experience is really good. So, it, I feel like, like... The, this is this is in my opinion maybe the high point of this episode. It's, this scene is really good. Like, it really hooked me. Mm -hmm. I, I think it was going it for the kind of reaction that Mauler and Fringy got of, huh? This is how we're opening. You've up. Yeah, mm. you. We're in for something that I didn't expect us to be. Yeah, I I it's didn't. Got a, it's any... got a sort of. No. Um, it's got a sort of uh, shake off quite a few preconceived notions that a lot of people might have very quickly, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what to expect with a show that was recommended like this. Um, I didn't know anything about like the what the art style would be or the subject matter or the. I had no idea. So you know, starting off I... like this was pretty good tone setter, and I and I'm glad it sort of laid things out that yeah we can we might be getting a bit yeah, dark here and there and it wouldn't have surprised me if we had like an into the spider verse type of one where you have like one of the main characters commentating over the world of you know, is it rune terror Theo? i think it's still rune terror yes so like you know with like with like an encouraging like this is my home i don't like that we're thing. here because blah 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 and you just kind of <laughs> like I, I could picture that Hi. being it and i'd have been like all right yeah that's fine can you imagine that coming from a zone character well that's the <laughs> thing that's what i would have i never would have expected this show yeah. to be like 
living in Zorn is a fucking nightmare for a lot of people and they are tired. Like, huh. Okay. My name is Violet. <laughs> Probably how wondering how I got into this situation. Yeah, it's the, yeah, so definitely tone setting. Um, now comes the first big old controversial conversation. The intro to the it show. It sucks. Oh, I thought you meant the music. Oh boy. Alright, so I hate this music. Really? I really well. don't. I do not like this song at all, and it's become a little bit of an earworm. I hate that. I really <laughs> do not like this song at all, and I very quickly muting the song, and uh, and that's the correct opinion. So anyway. I really like the aesthetic. <laughs> I, would say I really that, like the aesthetic. I would say, I, I would like to say that uh, I hate I hate the song as an intro to a show. Like it's just. I don't mind it so much on its own. I wouldn't listen to it, but like as the intro to a show, I just I I don't it don't I don't appreciate its vibe. I would go as far as saying I like I the don't... song. I don't think it suits well enough. There are elements of the song that I think work in this intro, especially combined with the visuals they choose. But there are parts of the song where I'm like, after that, after what we're getting, I don't think this works as well as you think it does. Yeah, we we established this tone, and then we got hit with Imagine Dragons, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, radioactive, uh, radioactive. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey. do, do you guys like the Do you guys like the claymation stuff? Or whatever, whatever the art style is in the intro. Really, I, like, pretty you cool. Can like stone marble statues. I think that's yeah. awesome. Like, I love visually, it. Visually, I think the I think the intro is fantastic. Yeah, visually um, it's I good like because it... personally, but I do wonder if it clashes. Well, I, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's a I terrible song, and Frankie's wrong. However, visual wise, bad. it's really excellent. Because as you watch, you're gonna be fine. Are, you can get over yeah, the fact I'm that someone like, likes the song. Okay. No, I can't. It's not. It's not possible. I'm not like singing along to the song, but I'm really happy when I hear it because it's associated with the show. So like, I don't know how much I actually feel about the song. It's just like, oh, I get to, I'm watching this again. Awesome. So like, if you sung know. along with the song, you would never be invited back to the show ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still here, so fuck you. I was gonna say, I'm not gonna stop them. They can come right in and sing along with me. I'm gonna yeah. hold the line. Oh shit! The owner of the channel. Like said, I guess you're not invited anymore. I already Rex. said that like three I'm times. Rex, do you disagree with any of the I, other music I, cues? Just, just, I just want to make it clear that I love the song more. Um, <laughs> and I think we should kick out Rags and anyone else who doesn't right, like let's it. Let's vote. Oh, get no. us done pretty quick. <laughs> uh, hang on, we need yeah, we need, need to darken off. the room and raise our hands. Let's do it. <laughs> it will be darker once I'm gone, and my joy is sucked from this world. <laughs> Rags, do you generally dislike the music cues, like at the end of episode two, for example? Do you dislike that? I'd have to hear it, and I I liked the the music music of like the like the the stuff that plays in the episodes, unless it feels like it's a song that's pulled from something else and put into this show. I felt like a lot of those seemed really off, and they didn't fit. Oh um, really? Yeah. I disagree dramatically. Yeah, my my, yeah, my it's fine, some of my favorite I, I scenes, didn't yeah, like. They've always they, felt like they've been picked for purpose, and I very much enjoy them. Enemy is the only one where I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is only here because of Imagine Dragons, which were connected to League of Legends. Which, which one is Enemy? That's this one. Okay. Yeah, like it, so, some Enemy the... is easily my least favorite, though. I will say that. I there is I would a... mute it. Didn't like the very it. next track they use jars to move it playground, but other than that, like yeah, most of it was yeah. completely fine to me. 
yeah. I there's a couple don't like enemy it just it it's really totally off dude i mean yeah i said i'm a strong opinion about that like there's some scenes where a song is very prominent and some of those scenes are like my favorite scenes in the show i i think generally speaking the music is used really well i guess i just didn't think about the intro very much but it certainly doesn't bother me nearly as much i've as seen so many complaints so i was like we're gonna have to talk about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, i mean like some of the these songs are like good on their own i think i just i think i have to agree that like maybe they just weren't placed oh, properly i guess chat has chat has reminded me that there's a sting song and i like that i think that one i really really favorite. like that one that song yeah that one i just wasn't show. i didn't remember that one when i Which was making, but yeah I, I really really like that one uh, okay the finale had really good music so i'm assuming whatever cue that is it was good yeah that's that's the song um but yeah i don't know if anyone wants to go further than they don't like the choices but i'll try with um this is very poppy and action-packedy when we've certainly at this point when you just had that scene it feels jarring and like why are we doing this instead of much more contemplative which if you listen to the how the song starts there's, there's a couple of seconds mm -hmm. where it feels like this is suitable and then it like kicks in, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Okay, yeah. Yeah, misery. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, <laughs> I feel I have a way to take it further in that um, pop music as the score, which is what that is, right? You know, I think pop so, yeah. music being used as a score is something that just generally um, by association, and a lot of music works by association, right? Um, just by association, I feel like it's more often used in sort of. Bottom tier trash TV. Um, <laughs> it's it's often used in. It is, yeah. Like so, when you've got like um, it's well, well, the show is going for you know this it, this mature story, whereas pop music is, tends to be associated, I feel, with a more immature um kind of story. It is, it is, is it is um associated, I think, with the opposite of what the actual tone of the show is. Um, um if you know I, what would have been like, kind of cool oh um no i what, what i feel would have been kind of cool i've seen shows do it before where they don't actually have their uh title opening on the first episode they just kind of have the first episode walk on its own and they'll have like end credits and shit and then the title theme plays on the second episode i feel like that would have been a pretty cool choice there were scenes where mm -hmm. i would have liked that a lot better mm -hmm. yeah there are scenes where this intro can come after them and it it's mostly fine mm -hmm. with me um mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. think that specifically that prologue deserves something different. Um, the thing, yeah, because even though I, I do really like the song now, like in the beginning when it played, I was like, uh, I oh. guess that's the song. Uh? <laughs> and I heard it more and more, and then it got stuck in my head. And then, and first I was like, oh, fuck off, why is this in my head? <laughs> and now it's on my Spotify playlist, and I listen to it normally. So. <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 a weird one to hear when you first start <laughs> the show for sure. I remember that distinctly. I feel like it bears mentioning that the lyrics are trying, like yes. that they're trying to be tonally appropriate. But I'm sure they commissioned the this song for the show. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. Oh, they did. Uh, I've mentioned this a few times, but it's why I always feel a little bit bad flaming this because the Imagine Dragons guys—they're like huge League fans. <laughs> yeah, really and they've. Like the game. They want this to work. They're trying. I just don't know yeah. why we went with this tone when the show yeah. almost starts with saying, look, our tone is not what you're expecting. 
pop song. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, so yeah, but like, I I tolerated just fine, and it didn't ruin anything for me. But I just know that a lot of people are yeah. upset by it. So, um, if we can talk a little about my favorite visual in the entire part of it, which you can already come to draw at least something out of it right now, which is that the two girls are being like nurtured by Vanda with this mm -hmm. figure floating above the three of them. Like it just it's it's so impactful immediately and and I actually think it matches a portion of the song that happens at this point as well. Yeah, um, whatever these statues are, are awesome. I really like the art style here. Mhm. Mm it's very impressive. Uh And as you watch more and more of the episodes in the show, you recognize more and more things about the intro that's been there all along. Yeah. You recognize the characters, you recognize some of the color schemes that they have going. You recognize um, you know, a lot what's going on, a lot that's being referenced. It doesn't spoil anything because yeah. you know you don't know who these people are at the beginning, and then it starts to you start to fill in that knowledge as you go. It's always something I get concerned about when I'm watching like an animated show. Sometimes the intro spoils way too much shit. Yeah, a lot of these are contextless, but again, to highlight the other track it's running on, you see this shot, and I know I did, I'm assuming Theo probably did, I don't know about anyone else here, but it was just like, is that Caitlyn? Caitlyn, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I immediately um, assumed that's Caitlyn. Yeah, yeah, I assume. Immediately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, you get these, like, things you almost try to suppress sometimes, you don't want it to infect your review of how good the show is, or, or how well written it is, but you're just like, Caitlyn's gonna shoot a gun. <laughs> it's like yeah she has a rifle and she shoots it like calm the fuck down um shoot, it, wow. shoot it again shoot it again come on come on do it as well she was shown earlier with with the hat and in like a so you, you're just like oh shit definitely here i'm pretty sure this image had me confused for ages somebody is running yeah somewhere. i thought this was just a new character we're gonna mm. yeah it's, uh, figure out oh. about That'll mm -hmm. all make, it'll yeah, all make sense will eventually. Um, it will, yes. This one will. was, I was just Breaking like, Jace, oh my god! <laughs> yeah! It's guy! I clapped Walking when I saw the hammer. I did not clap when he didn't have his big coat, though. Fake fan, get out! Um, yeah, and then I, I assume it's worth mentioning that a lot of game players who would have been funneled into this show knew going in that Vi and Jinx were going to be the main characters. Now, if you mm -hmm. are aware of the show, that's not like, I, I, I mean, maybe I'm different on this, but that's not exactly an appealing thing for me. But then again, I don't know who they could have chosen that would have made me think like, oh, yeah, I want to see a show about those two. I was just like, okay, fine. Yeah, um, because... Of I'm not invested in the in the characters as characters, if that makes sense. Only for their moveset from the game. It's like, oh, I like this character because he has a, a gun, for example, or whatever. I like the moveset. And not mm. because, oh, I like this character because he has that and that story arc in the game. Yeah, um, so it doesn't really been... matter to me who they choose as a main character in their show. Because, I don't know, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. 
I, I would have assumed it was Jinx because Jinx has been pretty prominent in marketing for a while. And yeah, like, not to mention she's a thumbnail on the Netflix uh, selection. <laughs> well, I mean, so. I, I mean, I mean, before I even knew there was a show, if someone was like, "Hey, there's going to be a League of Legends show," I would have said uh, about Jinx. Like, it just would have. It's just the first thing I would have thought of. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of them they regularly use um, because League of Legends is filled with like such impactful designed characters that can a lot of normies can get introduced to the game by watching amazing cinematics. And they're like, wow, this game looks amazing. And everyone's just like, Haha. well, not like the cinematic, <laughs> which is a huge problem <laughs> in fucking all over the gaming industry at this point. Which I think, by the way, thanks to this show, a lot of people are like, can we get one now for World of Warcraft? Can we get one for, I think you said, uh, was it Starcraft Rags you reckon could work with this or was it something else? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Starcraft is the same kind of, you have the same deal where you have gameplay that's a real, uh, it's an RTS. But the cinematics for it are just like insanely well done and they're super action packed and nothing like the game whatsoever, but it, it would make for very, it's very, very excellent cinematics. So again, oh, yeah, it's the same thing. Doesn't Dota have a show? I swear yeah, Dota is. has an animated show. Yeah. Is it good? I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't played Dota and I haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, Dota's cringe. Well, I, I think I, I, fast forward I like think five I heard years. Something about the 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 people who did the cinematics for League of Legends. Are they the ones who did this show? Uh, yeah, this show is made by uh, Fortiche Productions, and they've done a bunch of cinematics and stuff for Riot in the past. And this is like their first television show, right? Their big yeah, television I think so. Which yeah. Imagine this being your first show. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. God damn. Exactly. And, um, well. well, that's the thing. I think they, they cut their teeth well in terms of those cinematics. A lot of the time they don't even have dialogue, and they have to storytell without it. Um, hmm. very deliberately because like you don't have scenes where characters sit down and talk it's mostly like they're in fights because that's really cool but the thing is how do you tell a story that's just a fight you're like oh well we need to have some setup and it's like usually characters going somewhere or experiencing something but you have to do it all through facial expressions and so then it's like now make a TV show it's like well we can use dialogue but we know how to do everything else or at least you know I'm just impressed with them in general but um, it's been fun because like as someone who's consumed a lot of the cinematics as they came out who just joined the rest of the fans in being like, why aren't they making a TV show? They should make a TV show. And then they finally did, and I was like, oh, that's great. And then... <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> made a TV show. Cut it. Like, oh, but it's not I think, cringe. I think Destiny 2 is going to do a show or something, and I think well, the apparently, success of yeah, the show is... Sony's been talking about that now that they've bought them, they want to do multi... I mean, I get... We, we have definitely entered into the era of video game adaptations are... Not okay, being terrible. Like, well, so there's that, but I guess it's more so that they're more willing because we've had we've had it a lot. Halo's coming out, Uncharted comes out this like month. Sonic Two's coming out. They're doing a Mario movie. Detective well. Pikachu. Surprise me at all. It's only yeah. a matter of time. <laughs> there well, are um... a lot of uh, like films and TV shows based on video games because I think we have just very much reached the point of oh, video games are just like mainstream and have been oh, yeah. for a while, and we should probably stop pretending that they're not like incredibly significant in terms of culture i think it just took that first really big hit for a lot of people to get their plans together they've been Which tossing is... it around they've been preparing but nothing official and then the first big one comes out that sort of establishes that it's super viable and it can be a big hit and then yeah, it'll, it'll boost the like, momentum all right here we go for everyone else now, this is a proven concept like i wouldn't be surprised if we get a bioshock tv show at some point mm. 
because uh, uh. that was in the works for so long and it just never happened. But with all this happening, it's like people like Bioshock. But um, <laughs> because we're nice and cynical here at EFAP, we want to tell you everybody that this is a, a, also bad news uh, because we'll be getting a shit ton of bad things uh, as yeah. well. In yeah, every yeah. time something is good, it's bad news for everything else. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Well, unfortunately, well, well, you know, I saw the Halo trailer. Yeah, yeah, like I this is this isn't good because it's a League of Legends TV show. It's good in spite of being a League of Legends um, TV I show. Even, I mean, like I don't know that I'd say it's in spite. I guess it would more so be that I didn't expect it to be. I assume was. the people who wrote I don't expect anything to be good. The... Yeah, I mean, you expect things to be bad, but video game adaptations yeah. are like what one for like thirty six at this point or something. I mean, got a few zeros. Yeah, Human Annihilation was great. Yeah. Castlevania is good. I've heard it has yeah. a good season and then violently shits itself. <laughs> I, I watched Ooh, the first two. Kind of I think you can still yourself. do that. I, I, I watched the, the first two seasons. Yeah, I was about to well, say I watched the first two and they were pretty pretty good, I think. And Jay, you're right. And that's my uh, one of my big concerns is that uh, Arcade Season Two. I will be terrified watching that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me I, too. Um, I instantly I was super doing the super big concern when I heard there, you know, there was going to be a second season and. So uh, well, I expected there the, would be a second season. I just do a concern for its existence in general. Compare that to like uh, Squid Game, where I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know that you need a second season. Arcane, we've got a shit ton of threads that are not uh, finished off yet, so I'm okay with them continuing yeah. the story. I just worry in general. I would have. It's the same worry I had for watching season one. I'd be like, this could be shit, but let's do it. If it's the same people, I think it's going to be better. I'm, I'm way more hopeful than you guys. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if it's worse than the. You're called Duma. The fuck. <laughs> yeah, and I, look, I'll be, I'll be shitty. I'll be the one who's probably the most cynical about the show. We're actually getting into it, but for season two, I'm, I'm pretty hopeful. I will say, being uh, pessimistic and preparing for things to be shit has, has been a really useful tool for us. You know, it's oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Our well, dopamine I, I, receptors haven't been blown out yet. Well, I've been, <laughs> I've been in that mode for about uh, eighteen years or something, <laughs> watching movies. Let, let me be optimistic for once. No. Nope. <laughs> No, fuck you. Um, <laughs> Every time I'm optimistic, it bites me in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> and it's worth mentioning that this is the closest I would say a visual comes to a spoiler. It doesn't take much for a viewer to guess a lot of things about seeing this image. Um, mm. I suppose there's no point in us highlighting it because it doesn't benefit you in any way, shape, or form. But people who played the game love this shot because they're like, oh my goodness, they're going to end up... Exactly the way they look in the game, and they're gonna fight. But I don't even know what they, these two mean to each other yet, because um, yeah, we don't even have any names of characters yet. So it's really just it just sits in the back of your head as like a thing. Though there's a level of interest in that. Out of all the visuals, I think most of them actually happen. This this visual never happens. But nope. you could say that from a certain metaphorical point of view, point it, of does. view it does. I would still say no, probably. I don't know that I would say, it, yeah, that this happens, um, even metaphorically, yeah, actually, but that's fine with me. <laughs> it ends just... with a vibe. You but... might be able to try and do a very, uh, of an in we'll, we'll try and do an interpretation of it once we finish talking about the show. We'll see if we can justify why we'd have a visual like this. Um, but yeah, anything else anyone wants to say about this intro? I skipped it. <laughs> uh, Rags, is, Rags is wrong. I'm nice. correct about the music 100%. Uh, but visually, it's excellent, and I, I really, really liked it. Let's get a whole show like this.
We just little claymation guys. Little clay people. <laughs> little clay um, people doing yeah, that thing. What is that? Halo Believe uh, ad. Oh. But it's just a show now. <laughs> That'll um, be better than the Halo show. There, there, there will be there will there is a pile of Halo Three ads on YouTube that will be better than the Halo show. You know, Halo Three had insanely good commercials. Well, it does feel like when you have something come along like Arcane, which is a Western, adult, mature, non-comedy, or not trying to be anyway, like animated show. You would think it's like, man, you could have done Halo like this, but you didn't. You just decided not to. That show's not out, kids, right? right? Is is the Halo show that isn't out yet, right? Out but the, like but the showrunner, but the showrunner like quit before it came out, which is a pretty bad sign, right? Is that what well, happened? Well, that's I a great the, sign. Also, the trailer <laughs> is out, and I saw the trailer, and yeah, when the show when the showrunner like, leaves man, before it starts, all that like, says <laughs> is that he has incredible confidence in the crew. He knows they're going to make a great product. Oh, yeah. He doesn't even need to be there because it's going to be so amazing. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think he uh, I think he finished the season and then left, or, or oh, one oh. of them left. One of them oh. left halfway, and then the other one left at the end. Nice. He finished the I season. Though... Was just looking at the product like, oh uh, yeah, I have other things to do, uh, so I'm gonna go. And Halo works uh, would be, would translate really really well to uh, this style or other, just an animation in general. There was the well, they Halo, did the Halo graphic Legends, novel, right? The Halo yeah, there was Halo Legends. Like there was the Halo oh, graphic yeah, novel that, that had all kinds of different styles, yeah. and they all look great. No, but, but instead we're gonna get in a lot of people's minds. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, but... I guess so. Kind of a yeah. shame because it means it's gonna it's gonna look they're they're probably gonna cut a lot of corners and it's gonna look not well. Apparently they got a decently large budget. Um, I guess it's just I keep think of all the Chevy it. Silverados we'll see in AK well, forty seven. Yeah. I just I guess I keep <laughs> describing it as just like it ain't Mando money, but it's it's like not I don't know like a CBS TV show production money like it's somewhere in between, and maybe you need Mando money to do a Halo show. We'll see. We'll see. A, a, a rich we'll sci-fi see. thing like that. Um, yeah. Mate, we'll see. Yeah. It can't hurt, but I mean, Mando has Mando money and that's shit. So. Mm-hmm. And well, Boba yeah, Fett has a third of that, apparently. <laughs> Doesn't well, we need the numbers. Well, I, I feel like we can, we really need the numbers on um, how much it took to make the show because I keep hearing conflicting. Uh, I keep hearing that it's like it's a low budget show, but it's also a high budget show. I, I don't know, so somebody's going to have to look into that the at some point. Is, uh, available. They talked about. Uh oh, Fringy, I'm going to stop oh, right no. there. We can't hear a thing that you're saying. Oh, why? Your mic is robot all floopy. Doing a robot. Let us go to Singapore. It'll at least help a little. Lost you for a second there. Hello. Uh, okay. Bring you make a point. Whatever it was. Bring. Okay. <laughs> now every. I think no. Everyone was robotic feelings. for me. Yeah, everyone yeah. was hey, kind of robotic for me as well. Bring it back. Oh, Bring it back. Leave Singapore. You all seem fine to me. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah no one sounds robotic to me right oh. now. Everyone's Thanks, man. Nothing clear to me. Yeah. We're looking fine. I think it just, uh, I think it fixed itself. It sounds oh, fine now. Okay. I wanted to highlight, by the way, we'll see. Mel, I, yeah. I watched your, um, your Arcane Forge, uh, 
I like that it was yeah. a three hour thing. We are one hour in and we've done the intro. <laughs> That's the first scene and the opening. I yeah. knew we'd be long, trying to say. But once again, I've surprised <laughs> myself at how long. <laughs> like, you, you said nine hours, and I'm like, really? Well, now I'm yeah, starting to think it might be. I didn't even. It might be two parts. I'm not sure we can get this done in one anymore if this is going to take this long. Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, that, that was we'll my expectation. After, uh, <laughs> exactly. It's like I was saying earlier, we'll split it after episode three. It's all good. Because we'll be at 12 oh hours God. at that point. Yeah. 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 yeah I didn't even talk about the intro. Could have been a four hours <laughs> easily for me. <laughs> um, so, but I was also not going for a full breakdown. So there you go. I guess we'll. Uh, We'll move in to the next the episode. This because obviously oh, go, go. I think Fringy wanted to say something, but I don't know if he's. Uh, I can't remember what. It oh, was. there he is. Sorry, hey buddy. Hey. Uh, we were talking about budget. Oh, Amanda uh, had a hundred million dollar budget, and I don't know that we know what the figures are for Boba Fett. They're just not. Just know it's out less. There are <laughs> well, of that. Yeah. For Arcane, I heard it was like a, well, briefly heard that it was like a 10 million uh, per episode, so it was like 90 million in total. Man, that's all that's, I heard. I, I think those, uh, that's not even really from an official source. So. It, Man, it that's had money really good it, then. Sure. Imagine like, um, I don't know if I had that much, but. Trying to budget on the books for like the season of Book of Boba Fett or the production, because they would, they'd have to like f put some numbers in different places, right? Because it's just like, it's clearly not. Because they were packaged as probably five episodes, depending on what we see in the finale. But like the the two episodes we just saw is like those those come from a different production or a different idea. I wonder mm -hmm. how fucking complicated and weird that has to be when like auditing and stuff. Because it's packaged as a season, but it's not. By the way, I I uh I saw some people saying, do you guys know like do you misunderstand what the title means? The book of Boba Fett. Have you read a book before? There are chapters that go to different characters. <laughs> people who wrote this, the people who wrote, uh, who wrote this show can't read. No way, <laughs> man. Did someone actually say? Uh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I what the word book means. No, I don't believe you. Nobody's coping that hard. I. <laughs> um, have you been on Twitter, Theo? Come on. No. <laughs> don't go to Twitter. Uh, crazy. Don't go to Twitter. Yeah, don't show up to Twitter books. tomorrow. Books have Sometimes the best way to people. Like, Sometimes the best way to respond to an argument is just a clip where you read it out and everyone in the room laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> and then they're like, this, this, this is a great joke. And he's like, yeah, yes. Yep, thanks. <laughs> so, the episode begins with a, a little team of people climbing up some some tower looking to, uh, to get to the top of it, I guess. And what the fuck? What's going on? I didn't sign up for this. Who are these people's names? Climbing. Terrible story. In my show? I think not. Yeah. It's, um, it's awful. But, um, you know, I guess immediately it's got, you got Vi's at the top encouraging the rest to follow her. So she's just the leader as well as being what seems to be the most uh, ready and able. Um, and you've got, like, uh, I think Clagger and Milo and Powder are all, like, Milo. asking different questions about whether or not this is something they should be doing, and basically every time Vi will be like, yes, this is the thing we should do, they won't care, Vanda would have done it, let's do it, sort of thing. She's very, very driven. And mm -hmm. um, to have the show begin with them climbing up, and then like sighing as they reach the top, and that's the visual, and I think she says it's good to get above it all. Mm -hmm. Reinforcement. She must live yeah. down below, oh mm -hmm. my goodness. Just just look how amazing this looks. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, yeah, the, we'll take the opportunities. The landscapes are so good. 
We'll take opportunities to try and complement everything as we go, but absolutely, this shot is fucking gorgeous. And um, it helps the story because Piltover is glorious. But yeah, I think there's there's two of these shots too, right? Because we cut to the side, then we cut to a, there's a, a Zeppelin. So we get like two of these shots and they're both amazing. Yeah. Um, it was a really pretty show. It's, uh, what is the, the, the general way they do it? Like everything is this 3D models and then on 2D backgrounds, but also 3D objects as well here and there, right? Like, there which are also yeah, 2D animated effect, like uh, frame by frame effects sometimes as well. Like smoke, yeah, yeah. They do a lot of particles stuff, yeah, in... Yeah. They do a lot of particles in 2D animation, and it's it's like it's pretty obvious in many points, and it's beautiful each time. Yeah. Oh yeah, it looks really good. Uh, yeah, and and this is the thing as well that we'll we'll probably have to start talking about is that not much time is wasted at all in these uh just in tell telling story and giving you um information. Uh, yeah. Even so, this is something that's probably worth bringing up. Um, I think we should treat this when talking about it at first as though these are our main characters. I don't see why not. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so, like, you have um, powder, like, idealistically, it's like, I can't wait to uh, be on a blimp one day. And uh, Milo is like, I can't wait to shoot it down. It's like, mm -hmm. you're already going to be like, okay. And then they get their, immediately a fir their first challenge, which is as, as they're on their little adventure, or at least the ones that we see, which is to jump from one rooftop to another one. And it's not an easy way to, uh, thing to do. And there's uh, an element of trying to slide down first and get a better vantage to jump the second place. Vi does it. It's a little, little bit, like, not perfect, but she pretty much nails it. Um, Leading by example. Yeah, then Milo is like, get out of my way. I'm going to do it. Uh, screws up a little bit. But like, and looks worried to some smaller degree, but still makes it. And he's like really happy with himself. But before he can even get praise, Clagger just jumps right next to him with a huge thud. Um, yeah, and eats one of the cupcakes that were body. left on the windowsill. Yeah. yeah, which implies to me that while Milo was like all about like, look at me, I'm doing, it, I'm doing it. Clagger was just doing it as well. Like it's just not a big deal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just making them in in a simpler sense a lighter and then heavier character uh, and. Mm. We'll discover quickly that Milo's a lock picker, while Clag is more of a brute. Like, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. It's almost like classes. Yeah. Before um, I knew right his here. name, before I knew Milo's name, I was just calling him Baby Junkrat. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> he does kind of. Yeah. He doesn't set any traps for his prey, though. No, not yet. I figured he was going. He was building to that. Um. Yeah. This, remember Overwatch? This... <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, the shot of Powder Space is one of those times where the facial expressions are just incredible. The animation is very, well, very, very good. I was going to say, doing a lot of character work again, because it's basically like Powder's the only one, and of course she is, because she's much younger, who's hesitating to do this at all. And uh, just something to note that I find neat is that Milo is like, ugh, she's not able to do it, oh, and Clag is like, I'll help her. And then she's like, no, 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 no. Mm. The, again, just showing you what the two interests of those two characters are, and then Vi's, which is she can do it, let's... Just encourage her to do it. And uh, obviously, she has the most trouble doing it. She almost dies, technically, by uh, almost falling, but she manages to get there with Vi's help. Um, and yeah, as Duma just said, the expression. This is actually a shot that a lot of people have used in thumbnails and uh, different points of appreciation for the show. It's just being very strong and telling you exactly what she's doing. Hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Also, it's it's easier to crop out a blue background so you get the character and put it in your yeah. thumbnails. So you have to watch yeah. out for it here. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and yeah, I think she just repeats back. I'm ready. All this shit's important for later. Yeah, she makes it. They make it. They they start heading toward. Uh, I think they even discuss that they've got the tip. Um, from someone about this particular place, that it very likely will have lots of stuff in it worth stealing. Um, but the thing is, they're also worried about Banda, which we don't we don't know who that is yet. But it's just a, an authority figure that's not going to be happy, and she says he would have done it. Um. Hmm. Because this is apparently a place that's very risky to be doing this shit in. Um, it's, it's, there's not a huge amount for us to draw yet, but we just have to sort of keep these things in mind. Um, but yeah, I, I like that uh, Milo is trying to work at the at the lock while commenting on how sort of rough and, uh, I guess, uh, clunky everyone is, and then has the door burst open by Vi just kicking it. <laughs> and the whole expression he gives like, to. Animals. Animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is fun, considering they're all stealing from somebody. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I think it's probably, I don't know if That's now is... filthy topsiders. True. Yeah. Uh, might be worth commenting already on the costume design. Uh, everyone here has costumes that look to be made from, like, repurposing clothing that wouldn't fit them or is incomplete. Uh, yeah, they yeah it either like doesn't fit fully. It's multiple colors that don't necessarily like gel too much it's just it, whatever they sort of got shoulder pads yeah and it's very clear that they don't uh, they're not from around here yeah they've wherever they come from resources are low they've they've patched together different pieces of different clothes mm -hmm. like hand-me-downs and stuff um i bring it up because i'm so mean but look at boba fett <laughs> Has the poor people <laughs> extravagantly dressed in clean, like, vehicles that look expensive as hell with body mods. They are the, the victims, apparently, of, of <laughs> low income. Mm. It's like, I don't... Really? <laughs> Wait, were the, jets, were the jets and scooters poor people? Yes. Yes. <laughs> really? They yeah, they, they had to steal water because they couldn't afford it. Oh, yes. Oh, they my God. So dog like, shit. What bikes. the fuck? And they have body mods that apparently no one else can, like, afford. Because the way that you get them is by paying. So nobody has them except for you guys, but you're the poor people. I don't... It just yeah. doesn't line up at all, because they just didn't really think about Maybe it. Like a, like a grant, or some kind of program? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> mods for poor. Um, Something I want to note is that uh, Milo jumps in himself, so does Vi. But uh, Clagger makes sure to help Powder in himself before he goes in. Yep. Seems to be a nice dude, just from the little bit we've seen. Hmm. Yeah. New characters, gross. It's just that um, we don't even get to know his name about halfway through. <laughs> yeah, we we we've we've talked about this. I'm terrible with names. With several just stories, but like all the tiny actions in the middle of scenes, the character build, whether or not you want it to. Yeah. Like, someone getting hurt and everyone just keeps walking and doesn't care, you'd be like, oh, well, I'm just, they're just getting to the location they need to get to. It's like, you just had them not acknowledge or care about someone who's hurt. Like, that means something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, it seems like they, they, they're caring about this. Uh, so, uh, they break in, and I thought, I thought it was interesting that Vi immediately goes for the books. 
uh, to see what she can find. Milo's just fascinated by basically everything. And uh, <laughs> it's clearly like an inventor or engineer's penthouse. I think they refer to it as a penthouse. Yeah, they mm. definitely do. Um, yeah, and they're just pouring stuff into their bag to uh, collect. And again, it's just, um, you, you sort of appreciate, like, I just love the way that they, everything they're looking at, you get to look at their faces um, and appreciate the expressions, because, it's, again, it's just another source of being able to be told stuff. Because you, you were mentioning earlier about how it maybe even be better than having actual actors, and it's just like, well, it probably would be in the sense that you've got animators who can spend as long as they want on just one expression, while an actor, they take several takes, and then you choose the best one. From a limitation. Yeah. Well, you know what's, what's and, always and kind of funny too. No, go ahead. By virtue of it being an animation, you could sort of stretch maybe what an expression could be or how people might be able to react to things because it is not real in that sense. Yeah. Uh, they can be a lot more, they can be larger than life, essentially. Yeah. 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 And in many instances, um, animators often will make the facial expressions themselves. They kind of act the character out and they just kind of like pay attention to what happened to their own face and then apply it to the character. So a lot of acting really does go into um, animating a certain character's face and everything. And if you just, if you don't really know how facial expressions, you know, gel with acting, then a lot of the times you're going to wind up with stiff emotions. So I feel like, yeah acting is a big part of animation as well and you without actual actors i'm just trying to balance copyright coverage as well yeah. of course so my discord is being a bit lumpy i'm gonna restart discord real quick one sec it's a small little thing that uh powder knows what she's talking about just a little bit in terms of the technology stuff lying around the place yeah she's fascinated uh, by this yeah, device she... she's aware of it She's able to name it, I think. Things are. It's a Valdiani, yeah. Yeah. It identifies the thing Milo pulls out as well. It's like, yeah, making a start here on what she's good at, if anything. True. Yeah. There we go. But yeah, all looking around for things to steal, and then they, they, they basically say, like, better hurry and put things that matter in there because Milo's going to fill it up with junk because he just. <laughs> shiny is all that matters to him but with uh, it seems that powder <laughs> understands tech uh, to some degree mm -hmm. but as they keep looking around they find this it will become important later but sandwiches now, not quite sandwiches um, <laughs> i'm actually not i'm not talking about that bit so the uh they found a device of some kind with a little stone inside it um don't know what this is there's all blueprints around it and stuff Interesting. Special. Just uh again the expressions on everybody. You could just appreciate it. It's fun. It's just there's always gonna be something to look at. Uh yeah. But okay. and looking back and seeing this little device now and then knowing what will happen with it later and later, it's like ah you can see where it comes from from mm -hmm. this point and where it goes. Something happens with that? That uh. <laughs> no, not, not that. No, not not that specific one. But you could see how that it's, is similar to the stuff they use later on, and it gets built on, and it gets bigger. Just, and you call it a prototype. You could call it that. Um. 
So yeah, uh, oof. <laughs> that's gonna get hard oh, sometimes. <laughs> How to? Uh, what do you? Yeah, you said yeah, Jay. What do you want? What do you want? Yeah. Mm, uh, yeah, what, just, that's uh, what you were saying, right? What do you what, think what, about what you want to say to me? powder exploring? What do you? Uh, powder exploring. I love exploring powder. Um, there's this like big like powder area right next to my you city, like, and I, I just like go like through what? journeys there. Explore powder. All right. Mm-hmm. She um looking around at some stuff, and then we get another nice detail of, in terms of. Facial expression I, I love as well as just expression of eating, but seeing just a sandwich is like gold to her, which again yes! gives an impression. <laughs> Real food, let's go! Yeah, food. So that means they probably don't have fantastic diets where they come from. Yeah, their sandwiches are shit. Probably. Um, and she's not even the least bit concerned as to whether or not it's stale. She just bites into that bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Now's your chance, sort of thing. Um, yeah. Not even the sniff test. Yeah, and then uh, the sandwich is near something else that looks a little bit Hey, spooky. you know what they say? If it looks like a sandwich and tastes like a sandwich, it probably smells like a sandwich. Yeah. Maybe. That's, That's something they say. That's something they say. That's a hot take, I think. And then Powder is like, maybe there's some more sandwiches in this chest. So she's trying to... <laughs> maybe this sandwich is all chest. chest full of sandwiches, yes. It's a, it's a, That's why I came. It's a neat little room too. I was, uh, I was trying to have a look around. It's like you can see a guitar. What looks like some kind of maybe shield. Another chest. Obviously, everything's pretty messy because he's just trying to, yeah, do an invention. That could be a bong, a sci-fi bong. You don't know. <laughs> uh, that could be a weapon guitar. A, yeah. a laser guitar. That's very true. Yeah, she opens it up, this, this little boxy thing, and there's a lot of little gems inside it, which I think are a signal of value to basically anybody. Like, you we should know, probably... There was one of them, now there's several. They're, yeah. They're bright crystals. Now, how could that not be worth something? Um, but unfortunately, the apartment owner is here. Oh, no. Oh, it's not the shot God. from the episode thing. Wait, what? What? Oh, it's like the it's like the thumbnail on Netflix, I think, is the shot of her eye. Oh, is it? I, think I so. don't know. I thought the I thought the shot from Netflix was her sitting on a chair, or the couple of them. Yeah, I was sitting on a chair. That's really? All I've ever and seen. why? Hmm. You're probably thinking of thumbnails again. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Maybe just obsessed with eyes. Yeah, uh, they're the window to the soul metal. Let's grab these funny mm -hmm. crystal thingies and go. The owner is home. They gotta get the fuck out. Uh, <gasps> and then I think Vi like commands Milo to to sort out the door. I guess it's a regular thing that he blocks it with a chair, or it's the fact that he's just sitting on it. I guess the um, there's just a, a little bit of unity, like because they probably experienced a lot of this, like get out of there before you're caught, sort of shit. But um, unfortunately, Powder drops one of the the crystals when she's trying to grab them up quick. And it rolls across the floor and slams into the wall, and that explodes, um, which is very bad, because explosions do damage. PSA about explosions for everybody. Uh, and and what I like about it is that uh, not only does it just look cool, uh, and and then we're always like, oh, oh stakes of rage. But the first thing we see Vi do is check to make sure everybody's okay, and then she mm -hmm. starts to assess the damage. 
Um, instead of just running away, it, there's like a, a, a want to see what she may have done as a result of this, or what kind of has happened. Um, but to be fair, most of them have no clue why this has happened yet. Uh, yeah, not even powder because she didn't even see that she dropped it. Yeah, just something pieces. just blew up. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but it was just like, damn, they really are trying to get that attention. I guess there's like bits of paper floating in the air from all of the papers in the in the room and the books and stuff. They're all burning, and so they're getting like smaller as the flame uh, is 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 like reducing them while the shot is flowing. Well, I can like, see the blue singe on the pages. That's really yeah. They're burning through them as they move. Mm. Man, that must have taken fucking ages. <laughs> that must have taken ages. Yes, that is you're really correct. cool. Yeah, look at that. And you know what? I think it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Hot take right there. Yeah, that's pretty. So, um, alarms are going off. They're kind of fucked now. And uh, we cut to them running away from enforcers. Who uh, have little? Uh, I I call them. I call it a bola. It's the closest thing I know that exists that looks like this, but this is more of a sci-fi yeah. one. It's pretty much. Wait, is yeah, it, it's isn't like it a just a bola? Yeah. Like I did, I didn't know what it was supposed to be because of the like the way it had three prongs. I was like, what the fuck is that thing? I don't know. <laughs> Normally, you with with three. It it's a bolus. Haha. <laughs> Very well. No, it's that's not a joke. That's that's what it's called. I think the, I, I thought they were called. Is what it's called? As far, well, there's probably more than one, but I, as far as I knew, they were always called bolas, B-O-L-A. I, I think a single is called a bolus. I can double check just out of curiosity. That would make sense. Bola, also uh, called bolus. A bolus, a bolus, uh, plural bolus or boluses from the Spanish bola for ball. So it's from the Spanish bola. Primarily used for hunting, consisting of stone balls, usually in a group of three. Oh, okay. I thought it was a group of two. Three is a magic number. Apparently. Oh, yes it is. Um, so they just fucking run, try and escape. Oh god, the worst thing ever is if the enforcers grab them. Um, I would argue that the way that they run away in the little bits like with stairs and moving past corners and stuff is closer to who they, like the clagger being heavy and... and there's this little run that Powder does when going down the stairs that's so dainty compared to everybody else's. Mm -hmm. Trying to get the shot. Right. Um, yeah, because Vi, I think, does like a slide down the stairs. She she does all the cool stuff. Or she, yeah, she bounces off it. Milo down goes on the stairs. staircase rail, I tore my back pocket. Sorry. That's yeah, Milo goes sliding down. It that was, was super Rush expressive. <laughs> right, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, Vi bounces off the wall. He slides down the thing, and uh, yeah, Powder's just going. Powder uses each <laughs> stair. Clagger <laughs> just like <laughs> charges through. Yeah. Yeah, which again, I just think is opportunities. Uh, don't waste them. Um, the bowlers are coming close. Spooky. Uh, I think uh, Vi is aware of the. Um, they even mentioned that they've done this before, because of the exit they use. They've used before. But um, the the bridge is closing up. They jump over it, and I thought it was gonna be cliche and just have it so that it stops everyone else from chasing them. But no, like seven or so enforcers still manage to get over. It's just like, yeah, it's not gonna save them. And one slips. Poor guy. <laughs> he could be in serious Lands trouble. Hope he's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't think you get recover from that. <laughs> unfortunately, 
Yeah, uh, I'd say here's another example as well. They all slam into the wall, um, and Clagger's is like the biggest hit. Like, by powder, yeah, like, and then poof. He's <laughs> like, yep. Um, here's actually a question. Almost walks through the wall. So someone alluded to there being something especially dangerous about the water in Piltover Harbor. Does anyone know anything about that? Yeah. Um, they drowned. they talk about that uh, in, <laughs> like, I want to say, like, five or six episodes in, so. Um, okay. I think... Pil oh, no, you're probably, thinking, you're probably thinking of the Undercity, honestly. So I don't think yeah, Piltover Water is bad stuff. stuff. Yeah, no, I... Well, we get, it'll be the beginning of episode three. We can probably talk about that. Um, because okay. it's, it's much more overt. Um, but yeah, they uh, she breaks like a gas main thing and it confuses a lot of people, which gives them a chance to get to a drain and they jump down into a trash compactor. What it is, I guess. Reference to Star Wars. Sure of it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm sure that in decades to come, Random objects in the trash compactor will not be brought back for sheer nostalgia points. <laughs> Rag, uh, they would tweet people celebrating that. I know, being, these people being are a, fucking lame. I know what be, that be, is! Uh, <laughs> you do know what that is. Yeah, Being, being the hater I am, I, there's a bunch of stuff I saw in the first episode that I thought was a plot hole, and none of it actually was. So here's one of them, is that she has the... Uh, let's say the um, unstable objects in her pocket and they're like sliding down the thing and then they violently land. But they, they first of all land on trash, which might be soft. And second of all, it's in her side pocket. So it's actually not a plot hole along with everything else that I noticed, which is a really good sign. Yeah, I would say that's pretty chill. They need a lot of aggravation to explode. Um, I know it was yeah. one of my concerns when I was watching originally because when I, when I saw the, uh, the first um, Gungan Ball roll, and it hit the wall. They Under slow the wall. it down, which might on it, which confused me. I think at first I thought that it just barely had to hit the wall in order to go off when they just had slow mode it. And so then I was like, how yeah, shouldn't these um, things be going off all the time? But I'm like, oh no, I, it's okay. This one, I had, this the, one gets uh, I had the same thing. Yeah. Jay and I are on the same page when it comes to the random slow mo. True. Um, it feels like it might not have been the scene to slow mo, just. You know, for for people like us who are a bit slower than everyone else, we're maybe we're f or are we faster than everyone we're else? Faster. So yeah, we're too fast. Like, yeah, we're too fast. We're too like furious in shadow. The hedgehogs go fast. Yeah, we have to go fast. Slow mo Flip. throws us out of whack. Our bodily rhythm. Mm -mm. Yesterday we saw Sonic going medium speed. We did. <laughs> true. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we did. We saw many versions of Sonic. Any blue creature is Sonic is what I learned. Um, yeah, I think Milo was like, I don't fucking want to go down. She just kicks him down, which, uh, again, it's just she a rip off of Star Wars this. when they kick Chewie down. Or was it Chewie? I can't remember anymore. Who gets kicked down? Well, someone gets kicked in the ass. I remember that much. Lumpy. Lumpy probably gets kicked down, yeah. Um, but once they've landed, think Milo is like, somebody's fucked this up, and Powder's like, it's not me, and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's never you, um, and Vi's like, we've got the shit, let's just go, like, whatever, it's fine. I love um, how poor Milo lands face first in all this metal <laughs> crap. I, well, look at Milo's I... face, this is clearly not the first time he's been using his, <laughs> I think his he fucking says that. head is, is... 
Like oh, he, does he? I think he says, like, you uh, You said last time that this was the last time. Yeah. He said it turns that. out he was just referring to him falling on his face. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's why his face looks all fucked up. Yeah. Baby Junkrat, man. I really enjoy how the shot is framed as well. Like, you know, Clagger is obscuring powder from view until you know, everyone yeah. turns to look at her. Yeah. And then she's like the focal point of the entire thing because she stands out in terms of coloration as well. A lot of great moments. Yeah, that's like a great that. shot. Um, really, the whole show. Yeah, you something could, I you noticed a lot that. are. Did Did you guys notice all the match cuts? There's so many match cuts in this show. You mean like a cut where? I guess, I guess we'll get to them. Match cuts. Looks like yeah, what yeah like cut. a, a, a like cut from else. one scene to another where a, a cut a cut from one scene to another where the location changes, but there's like very the very very strong resemblance. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it, it'll cut from a circular thing to another circular thing, but they're very yeah. I don't recall I them doing it. it way too much, but I, I can think of a few places that they well, have. Well, yeah. um, feel free to point them out. I didn't say it was you... too much. They were good. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll point them out if we if we see them. Uh, yeah. Then we see um, they're on their way back, but some some lads have spotted them. Looks like the local bullies, like Nelson Muntz and his friends, basically. Oh, dear. Which, um, again, it's funny how the sh shows can work. But I, when I was first watching it, in my head, I was just like, "Find the um." But you find out that they were sent to keep an eye on them by somebody. Mm. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, they basically are like, "Give us at least some of what you've stolen," uh, and it looks like Vi figures that the only way that this is going to work is if they get into a fight. Um, which is, again, if you look at the lot of them, Lagger's already put himself in front of Vi. Uh, Milo is more just curious, and then Powder's looking very defensive straight away. Like, getting everybody to this react is appropriate. This is appropriate league group positioning. You get the tank out front and go take oh, yeah. aggro. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if Powder's the support, she needs to move back. <laughs> this is like... Stay safe. Yeah, Powder's too close. She's going to get CC'd. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Wipe her out first. <laughs> um, but yeah, Vi is like, all right, everyone, chill. And have a taste. And then she fucking hits him with it. But she lied. <laughs> or at least what was no. implied. That's just fucked character, up. Worst no, character. Bitch. Yeah. Liar. Yeah. So is this Deckard? What's it this dude saying? It doesn't make sense that she would say thing, one thing, but that, then a different thing happened. Like, that's a plot hole. Yeah, it was really weird. That's an inconsistency between what she said and what she did. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of why I hate Vi. One moment. I think we should have had some internal monologue where she says, I'm I, not I hate her because she's a woman. Taste. <laughs> True. Based. Uh, I hate her because she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, can I put the subtitles on? I don't know what I'll, I don't even know that I have subtitles on this, actually. So, but, uh, I don't know what VLC will do because I'm constantly skipping around, so it's probably gonna like bleh. Um honestly surprised VLC hasn't glitched their faces up yet. Um yeah, yeah. That oh, is yeah. something that normally happens. Light they wouldn't out. dare touch this show. Mm -hmm. I, I like the ensuing brawl a lot because it's really scuffed. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, really scuffed. It's yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not clean. It's not uh and these are characters beating the shit out of each other. And it really well, just it looks like people are getting yeah. hurt. Yeah, yeah, it oh, looks yeah. like another sort of tone setter. Like we're willing on, to show some people getting roughed up, roughed up in fights. We're gonna do it 
heard on both sides. I think that's important to mention these days that both sides get hurt and not Mm. only the enemies. Yeah. And, yeah, just uh, you just just running the show. Well, I was gonna say uh, well, this this really image. Important to uh, establish. This image yeah. <laughs> of, this is this is your main female character that some people may have had <laughs> concerns that she would have like, you know, because people people especially with her hair, there was like comments about like, oh, she's gonna be shit. This is like she's getting beaten the fuck out right now, and she's one of the like <laughs> stronger characters. I was very happy to see this. It's, it's I was like, important. oh, sweet. We're going to have actual, like, stakes instead of bullshit. Yeah. 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 It's important to establish with your fights what what kind of tone they're going to take on, right? Because you can have a world where the fights and, like, aren't consequential. Like, I don't think, um... Well, 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 like, loads of cartoons have, like, fights. It's just like, yeah, we're doing a fight scene. It doesn't really... It's not going to... You know, it's not the kind of thing you're supposed to be invested in that, that hard. But uh, the fights in this show, it's established right from the off that... Yeah, getting in a fight, it's not a good idea, and you probably shouldn't do it. This is a world where that's kind of, you know, realistic, in that if you fight someone, as there's very likely there's going to be consequences to that for you. It's one of your options, and it is one that comes with the consequences that fighting someone in real life has. Yeah, Vi gets the shit kicked out of her, like, most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, like, she, she takes really a does. lot of damage in this show. Fight. It's awesome. Yeah, and it's it's clear that mm. she's, like, really impulsive, and we'll see that come to a head um <laughs> milo with the fucking yeah. hammer fist <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely wrecked uh yeah and then we just get uh claggers taking two on at once which is pretty awesome the <laughs> clearly the tank at this point mvp like it, yeah. he's a big dude in a street fight so this happens like it just kicks him out <laughs> of the such air such a good shot <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, Sit, nerd. and I'm pretty sure we're supposed to draw from this that Powder is terrified um, while everybody's in their brawl. What a wimp. I know, a right? Little... Sorry, Jay, what, what was that? So she was, she's a coward. Mm-hmm. A wimp. Uh, yeah. Pathetic. Disgusting. Um, Disgusting. Yeah, we got some slow-mo to just appreciate how rough everything is, I, I would argue. Um, and it's, again, kind of like the intro. We're just like, man, a bunch of kids fighting and it's fucking... Mm-hmm. People getting things broken and shit. I've seen children <laughs> a lot of shots I can Especially have Especially by other children. Yep. Lots of, lots of spit. But with bits of blood yeah. thrown into. Spit and blood. <laughs> Sploom. Ew. Oh, I love Sploom. <laughs> no, put the I Sploom knew Jay down. Sploom. Jay loves Sploom. Sploom is my favorite character. Hot Sploom. Sploom. That does sound like a Jay character. Um, Sploom. And one of them chases Powder out while the rest are still fighting. Uh, Milo, I think, is only keeping up his end, sort of. And it actually looks for a second like Vi is losing. Um, but then she's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to get that on the screen now. Like, what are you talking about? It's <laughs> <laughs> way longer than it should. There you go. Now you can see the meme. <laughs> Did my laugh not come through? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh. Good stuff. Uh, 
funny because it contains violence against women. Yes. No. <laughs> but uh, I love as well that the we go from being a little bit unfocused to focusing up camera-wise on Vi after she's beaten the guy. Um, get it on screen. And uh, she just she just looks like she had some trouble there, and she's bleeding. She's holding her chest, and she spits something out. It's just like nice, you earned mm -hmm. that. Instead of you know just standing tall. We compliment it all the time. I feel like the go-to reference for everybody is Daredevil, the show. If anyone's watched the fight scenes in that. It's just, it's always so much better when your character looks like they've actually been through something instead of just standing tall and yeah. being like, that was easy. Well, it depends on the tone that you're going for, right? But yes. In this kind of, you know, this show would be far inferior if, it, if, it, if they just stood up like, yeah, we won, and that was it. Yeah, Clagger takes Almost. his first hit here. Yeah, and he does a smart. Throws uh, dirt in their yeah. eye like a certain Bully Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking does this move, which I imagine Metal knows the name of. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> Mel, what is You're it? not coming back from that. Oh, what? Sorry. What's the move called? The you big must know. Fat man. Pocket sand. <laughs> uh, pocket sand. I I I know it. Give it. Give me a second. The spine buster. There you go. Well, <laughs> it's a good name, I guess. <laughs> well, that kid's fucking dead. Um, and yeah, uh, Milo is actually partially losing his fight, but then Vi uh comes in with a a plank, a Brie Larson is on hand and fucks him up. <laughs> Super effective for <laughs> Larson. I just really enjoyed the one laugh in response to that joke. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, I, I guess I'll try and keep on to it for, until later. There's, there's a note about like, the, something small about this fight that's really cool that gets carried on to in, let's say, the future. Um, anyway, they've won, but they don't have... the. Oh, well, I guess it's worth mentioning, yeah, Decker, the leader of the bullies, pulls out a knife. He's like, let's fucking do it. Which, by the way, if anybody on this planet was going to highlight that as a fucking hole that he didn't pull it out to begin with, just going to tell you that the <laughs> fights don't work that way. He's desperate now, and he's willing to kill them now. He wasn't willing to kill them before. Um, Not to mention, he, Civil War. We'll, we'll see why that he didn't do that right away either later in the episode, too. So, well, no worries. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, it's, it's a tiny little thing here, but it's just a bit of character for Deckard in the, you know, He's the big man on campus, or he wants to be the big man on campus at the very yeah. least. He has been emasculated. Yes. Um, and what's just a good little character moment as well, Vi just puts her face right to it, and it's just like, do you want to see where that goes? Um, probably um, not. Um, and I, I just, I see it as her basically saying, like, you're going to fucking die if you try that. It's like, right. Probably I mean, not it's, it's, it. it's the ultimate it's the ultimate giga chat assert dominance, right? It's oh like, yeah. Do it. <laughs> you have T posed as well. <laughs> do it. Come on, do it. While she's yeah, saying it, just T poses. T -pose. <laughs> <T -pose. laughs> does this, then does the T pose. It's like, oh, ascension. <laughs> I tend not to like to see T poses, they do scare me in media. it's so powerful that like gotta you know gotta be prepared for it. I need to be <laughs> Um, he fucks off. Great. And then they go look for Powder, who's having her own action scene. 
Yeah, she's uh, just desperately trying to stay away from this guy, and uh, she opts to throw one of her inventions at him, but it just pops. For uh, full of like, nails. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was going to kill that. Do you wonder if that without a killed him? Like, yeah, yeah it, nails. It, it certainly could, and that's that's something that's interesting to think about. I would say, like, it's. Um, I think so too. Like, Powder does oh, kind of have she... like Ted Kaczynski vibes. She's like making pipe bombs and stuff. Like, well, you, I get, I guess it'll be reincorporated later. The idea that she, if this would have gone off, it very well might have, like, shredded him and killed him, but it didn't work. But the next time she uses an explosive device, it doesn't. Maybe it it also be. is like maybe, maybe it will. I mean, yeah. As, well, yeah, and she has a, of, I guess, she has an excited look. When it's about to go off, no, rather than she doesn't care about the yeah. welfare of this asshole, she just wants to make sure the shit works. She probably yeah. doesn't even That's realize that she could possibly like kill him. There's two angles to that. First off, you know, okay, is she quite right in the head because of this? But the other perspective is: is this just life down here? This yeah, is probably just how things mm -hmm. are. Like, especially with the way Zornites tend to treat death throughout the show. Um. She's like rut row. She literally does <laughs> hear, and I think it's the first instance of it, but it's something that I definitely noticed. Uh, she bites her lip whenever she's in combat. Um, and I, I know it sounds like a, a strange sort of detail, but it's just that it's something she does that nobody else does, and she always does. Um, little like I didn't notice that at all so, so far. I'm trying to get it. That's interesting. Annoying because <laughs> of copyright, but uh, we'll see loads of examples of it uh, going forward, but she... Yeah, she, I guess it's her way of, like, on the verge of excitement with, with how things are going to go. Bai also has a tick that I've got a thing prepared for that can show you it much better. Um, but yeah, uh, it doesn't work. She's very sad about that. And uh, instead of him getting the stuff from her, she throws it over the edge to distract him. And she gets away with the time that he spends looking for it. But nobody gets it. Uh... And yeah, and you hit the twenty-minute mark almost at this point, and it's just like uh, I think I think we're doing pretty well in terms of giving us information. I was already just like, hmm, all right, you know, it's worth me watching it rather than just as as a lot of people will, and I don't even blame them for this because I do it with plenty of stuff. But playing a game while having it on a second screen, the way that a lot of yeah, people might consume yeah, content, I, yeah, you'll miss yeah, a lot yeah. if you do that, and that's kind of what I realized when I had first watched it. That I was doing work while watching it, I realized on my second viewing that I had missed so much, you know, rich, subtle character development just by seeing their actions, and it's just kind of crazy. And so, you know, we've this had a couple of people in chat now. Focus. Yeah, it's kind of the difference we've between. A... Uh... Sorry. Yeah, that's the difference oh, no, between like, I was... cinema. Like just sort of like content like it's like what monitor is it on right it's like mm -hmm. if you have to focus on it it's like you know that's yeah, really what monitor you want. one content right here so yeah. a lot of and it was in well go ahead oh no i was just saying we had a lot of people going like whoa they're really uh they're they're, they're really stretching for things to talk about here it's like nah dude like oh, all of this, this is, is just really the beginning <laughs> And of course, it just doesn't help that everything just looks so fun to look at, too. It's just like, come on, well, I, this is a beautiful show. I want to appreciate the earlier episodes. A lot of people mm -hmm. say, like, one and two are, are boring or lame or whatever, and it's like, you'd be surprised how much is going on in these episodes um, to Absolutely. inform future events. But uh, 
Yeah, they um they go to like a really dingy part of town, which apparently is where the one of the main elevators for taking you down to the the lanes is stored. And um, they're just they're just arguing back and forth about how wow you know we, we the whole job was for nothing. How to lost the um the the swag, and Milo says every time she comes something goes wrong. She jinxes every job. As somebody who hasn't seen. <sighs> As somebody like completely uninitiated with League of Legends, that went right over my head, and then they, but then it didn't later. <laughs> I've seen people call that on the nose. I no, feel fuck like that. Would, yeah, like you only say that because it's you only know on the nose not. if you've played the game but, to death. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not on natural dialogue. It's only on the nose if you know it's the, the meta. Natural. I don't. I don't. Stuff like that. I knew the meta. I don't like think it's usually, on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that usually annoys well, the fuck like, out of me, and I didn't I bother like, me at all. As in, like, these people only think it's on the nose because they're so familiar with the meta, right? But again, so I'd rather clarify, well, I, my reaction was like, oh, nice. Nice way to slip that in. Um, when it's on the nose, yeah. for example, like, look, Ahsoka. I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah, like, they could have easily screwed that line up by making him say, like, we should name her Jinx instead. Yeah. But she, but they, he chose the word, she jinxes everything. Yeah, because that's a normal thing a people, people say people in real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you jinx stuff by... You, it's, it's just like a superstitious sort of comment that you fuck everything up yeah. even by being here. Um, mm -hmm. And I would argue this shot here, incredibly important to consider going forward. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. For reasons you may not even be fully understanding of right now, which is fine. Um, which I only realized on my second watch through, almost at the end. <laughs> Drove surrounded by water. That's not sure that no. That's it. not what I was thinking. <laughs> um, it's like episode seven league. I was surrounded by water. Goddamn. It's just so you know that. It's just so natural. I think. Such a retarded thing to say. Can't stretch how retarded that sentence is. He was born on Camino, surrounded by water, in the little tube, baby tube. It was. I just want the character there when he says that. Who goes, who goes like that? What? What do you mean? I grew up surrounded by dudes who looked exactly fucking like me. It was weird. <laughs> Literally everyone I knew was either a dude who looked just like oh me my God, Jay. or a fucking weird alien with a, a neck longer than their arm. When Boba Fett the only people I knew. When I, the first wow. time I saw, the first time I saw a person who didn't look like me, Master. I was like, whoa. Are you a different species? Because every time <laughs> I thought humans just looked exactly like me, you know. You remember, um, so Boba Fett for some reason is just there in the beginning of Rise of Skywalker when Poe is explaining how the Emperor came back, and he mentions cloning, and then Boba just goes, "I grew up surrounded by clones." <laughs> They're all just like, okay. uh, "All right then." <laughs> Boba, sit down. Just surrounded by clones. So all of my, my clones. Life. Uh. I mean, growing up, growing up, literal, like, growing up as someone who is like the only, uh, like I guess, celebrated growth, but surrounded by people who are like genetically identical clones, got to give you an interesting perspective on people and life, right? No. <laughs> oh, get fucked. Asking rights. So anyway, they they'll maybe they'll... that's where he learned Tuscan rights from all the clones. That makes sense. Uh, their little, little, their little almost fight is broken up by Vi. <laughs> Maybe. 
Maybe if he maybe if he was in went to Camino, he would say these waters belong to the clones. <laughs> well, no, maybe. they belong to the Camino people, not the clones. Maybe he thinks how, the clones, how long the clones, clones have, have to it. stay there before they belong to the clones. I I don't know. This I I don't know. <laughs> how many generations of clones? I don't have an answer. I don't know. Three. Man, that's uh. How how long is that? Like twenty years. Because they grow up real quick, don't they? Yeah. Twice the speed, I think. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, would be great we can for do getting it in them into war, but so man. twice the speed. That, that age development's going well, to fuck them in the ass when they get to a certain do they, is level. It, do, well, do they, um, do they not have a child? Is it just that like, they have half the childhood? Or does like their growth acceleration continue into like, their aging? Because to me, like as far as... like. Growing up and then aging, those are separate processes, right? Where uh, one is you maturing and, and all that, and the other is um, the degradation of your cells with time. Oh, I'm sure they... So I don't see why um, growth up. acceleration would accelerate. Use of everything because of the way that they've been... Yeah, because they were given, like, the kind of, like, like simulations and... Yeah, they've had a rough upbringing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they were... Well... I'm gonna derail any further. I was gonna say, anyway, Arcane, if you guys remember. Blowing up, I'll be very ethical. What? Um, What's Arcane? Intro oh, that. to All right. the lanes. Well, this is the thing, it goes by a lot of names. You guys are welcome to call it whatever you want. Uh, There's like four yeah. different names, yeah. The Undercity yeah. Zorn the on the lanes. Uh, I imagine like multiple is. times while I was making notes for this, like, is it this? Does the other name just come later for something else? It's, it's like, oh it's no, not. they just call it different things all the time. It is not officially called Zorn yet. No. Yeah. Not. That's what they want. Right, that's what they want to call it. Okay. Um, but to be fair, wait, I don't isn't think it? It's, I thought it's they call it the Undercity oh, wait, is probably its official it. name no. then, right? Pretty much, really yeah. Like that's that. what they. That's yeah. what they call it. Only one character is calling it Zorn right now, but not yet. Which is a cringe name and is stupid. Just like you. Got him. Hey, I'm not a name. Why, why do you think Zorn is a cringe name? Uh, it sounds funny. Rune Terra uh, is way cringier like, than Zorn. Rune Terra is. They should call it Alderaan. Magic World. Magic World. <laughs> yeah. <exactly>. Magic World. <laughs> Welcome to Magic World. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. better magic than World. You wouldn't all believe all the magic rides. we have. All of the amusements you can ride on. The a magic lot of okay. Brain, the I don't like Rune Terra as a name either. But to 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 steal man that that's where like half of the names that we have for shit come from is it's just like old words for the thing that it is. Yeah, but it's usually like, less, our, like our moon over. is called the moon. Well, what? sure, but what what? Or we call it Luna, which means moon. Yeah, um, because it's our moon, and we define other moons by. That's why our star is called the sun, but they're all suns. It is. Yeah. These, uh, it is. It is Do significantly you, more important to us than the rest. Is it of a them. problem to you, Jay, that like one astronomical unit is the distance from the sun to the Earth, that it should be some other metric, even though this makes no. sense because we're just basing it on metrics we have. That gravity, like one bar, is the atmosphere pressure on the surface of Earth. Is that like a problem? No. I'm okay. Not sure. I, it's it's I, just. I, a, you know, let's, let's move on because I'm not sure what's happening here anymore. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> understand the criticism that we called our moon the moon. It is our moon. It was no, the first moon about which we it's made not a It's not a criticism. So what, what was it then? It's, it's a defense of the name Magic World. Oh, but it's not a defense, like, though. 
<laughs> well, because we call like we call our planet. Well, but, wait, Earth. but that like, but at that point you'd be like that's the equivalent of calling Wales like you know country. It's that's well, not so, what we do. Well, yeah, a lot of places. The well, Sahara well, Desert well. means Sahara. Sahara Desert. That's the word Sahara means desert. Like there's loads of names like this, which is just based on the, a word for the thing that it is. Like I guess, I, I'm surprised that you didn't just point out that like a lot of countries literal translation is like middle land or middle kingdom or something. Well, we're okay with Middle Earth, I assume, right? Well, I did. Well, I didn't know that. That's but that isn't that, that what? Uh, isn't that what? Point. But uh, well, it's the, the Mediterranean, right? It's the middle, like the middle sea, basically the middle points for for a lot of societies. Yeah, because like, for, for for most like places, no one sits down and go like. But for places that people have lived for a very long time, right, is uh, places that don't get discovered, places where basically you already are and it's been there for as long as living memory. No one sits down and goes, okay, what will we name this? People just go, oh, you know, that place, the, the hill place, right? And, and that's how it gets its name. Also, oh, you know, that the, 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 the sea in the south, and then it becomes, it's just called South Sea. Well, I guess it makes, yeah, I mean, who knows how, well, I'm sure somebody knows how, uh, the names work but well uh i was gonna say are we about to get to the point where we say well to be fair any name can be based on anything and still be awesome or cringe and then we're just gonna go by how it sounds and at that point of rune terror is well, that because yeah, this is zorn sounds like someone went give me a name quick and they went uh, zorn. i don't think so zorn it has a it has the right feel it sounds it. strong to me yeah. like um i don't know like i i, I just disagree with you on this one jay you're a flu well, I think Zorn is a better name than Rune Terror, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Zorn It's not even is close as far as I'm concerned. Rune Terror sounds like crap, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Rune Terror sounds, Rune sounds cool. awful, yeah. Anyway. Cool. <laughs> um even this so people make this joke a lot. If you freeze anything in, in Arcane, you got yourself a pretty cool background. This is a pretty cool background. It is. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Green tint. As well, it really very clearly shows the difference warrior. between Piltover and Zon. Yes, very easily. Much yeah. more, which is as called the Undercity right now. Rusty, People older, leering at each other, looking at each other, at leering. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, just absorbing facial reactions all the time. She's not happy about returning here. Mm -hmm. oh, and she puts her hood up as well. Like, yeah. Not to mention, she's obviously very disappointed that everything that they just went for on their first job was for nothing. So while she's sitting there trying to like console Powder on the fact that she pretty much cost him the job, she's still pretty fucking disappointed. Yeah. Apparently, thievery is uh, definitely about the destination and not the journey. As yeah. It turns out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the real bounty was the friends we made along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, not to mention, by the way, that they they know what's going to happen next, which is that explosion is going to be... People will find out about it, and mm -hmm. the man we've heard of, being Vanda, is very likely someone yeah. that they're going to have to deal with. Um, Wumbo! Uh, but yeah, th th this is a little montage moment to just give you a big blast of uh, the lanes. What kind of... More pop music! I like this song, so it's fine. Uh, this is one of the ones that Theo said you thought didn't work, right? Uh, not quite didn't work. It jarred with me first time, but on like subsequent watches, I think tonally it's it's right on. I think it's good. 
problem is, it, problem is, I feel like the music makes this place seem like a fun place to be. I don't I think just, so. I don't think that. I really. don't. I <laughs> no, I don't agree with that. <laughs> it's the, the even like the title "Welcome to the Playground" seems like ironic. I guess playgrounds are fun. Yeah, I uh, I think they're gunning to make a point about what life is like here. Probably pretty free and liberal, but also dangerous as fuck. Mm. Um, and you yeah. even get it's some boys, some wonderful, wonderful little. Maybe I should call it a burlesque house. Burlesque house. Um, <clears throat> even the expression, ladies of the night. Yes, and this lady of the night, particularly. Look at look at the expression changes she has. Like first you see her, <laughs> she's just like, like ugh, <laughs> I hate my fucking life. And then, ooh, a prospect. Hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. I think she's looking at Clagger too, and he's just like, no, I'm right. <laughs> I like him fat. I like him juicy. And she's like, ah, whatever, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, some guy getting kicked out as well. Um, yeah, you just see like throwing up, throwing up fisticuffs. Food getting uh, getting made, like just creatures boxed up, all kinds of different stalls. That and, little uh, creature thingy is a Krug from the video game. Is it? Oh, hey, oh, yeah. is it a jungle creature? Yeah, Krugs. It's one of the yeah, it's, it's one of the creep camps creature. in the jungle. Oh, so there you go. There you go. I think Rags was it you or someone else that was like, oh Jay, it could have been you actually. I can't remember, but someone when I was watching it was like, that's probably a game thing. I'm sure you're happy. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Wasn't me. I think that was someone else. I made basically no. I think I made a. I think a single yeah. maybe comment that related to it being a game, and that was Jace later on. I made a few comments about that. Um, I don't. Re I don't remember it at this part though. I'm, I can't I, remember. I, 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 I could have sworn it was. I would have put money on it being you out of everybody. But yeah, someone I was watching it saw the little creature in the box <laughs> and was like, "I'm sure that makes you happy." And I was like, "I don't. I, I'm not sure what it is." <laughs> uh, but yeah, but I, I, said, I said that. I said that exact thing about lots of things, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't the creature that I said that about. Very well. I'll take because I, I I looked at that creature and I was like, I've never. I don't recall even like registering that that thing was there. Um. Yeah, underappreciated shot, probably. As they walk in, check, check this out. Got Flagger just looking at Powder. Then I think she realizes. Then they both look kind of forward. Like, like it's. There's an awareness that she's being judged. Yeah. Of course, she knows that. Even by the nice guy, he's like, yeah, this is all happening because of her. Um, be interesting. Hello. But uh, the, it all leads to the last drop, the, the bar, um, when everyone seems to be heading there. So it's almost like a little sanctuary, or or maybe the right word would be like a beacon. It's like at the end of the, or maybe even the center of the place, but a lot of people seem to go here. Mm. Um, it is the last drop. The first drop yeah. is on the other side of the street, and they're, they're fucking not doing that well. Oh yeah, well it's like because... the world's end. It's, yeah. Know, yeah, it's like I just I just got here. I don't need to I just got here. No, I'm not I'm not here drop. for the last mm. drop. This is no. Even in Zon, there's a Starbucks across from a Starbucks. Probably. Yeah, it's worth it, it's worth noting that they're not last calling it Zon yet. The first bucks. No, the the lions, yeah, or the undercity. Yeah. The undercity, yes. So whatever the opposite of a neck beard is, this guy's totally it. His beard's climbing up all the way to his eyes. 
It's <laughs> almost gonna stab him. Look, you can you can have a neck beard that goes up to your eyes as long as it starts on the neck, right? I guess. Yeah, I can't quite I tell. I didn't even notice starts. that. What the fuck is that? <laughs> he's he's, 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 he's more beard than man now. <laughs> like metal. I don't. Metal is no. more beard than man. He <laughs> has, has a lot of beard, but I don't think it goes up that high. Yeah, that's right. I, my, my, I can confirm my beard does never go up to my eye. Does it take over <laughs> your, your beard cheeks? Is, your beard is pretty close to your eyes, though. Um, it gets up it, there. Your beard and your hair. Does your beard just extend backwards on the back of your head and come up over the top? I just don't have normal hair. It's just old beard, even on the top of my head. Yeah, this, this whole time beard. Metal was bald. His beard took over. Yeah. Whenever someone talks about Metal's beard, he has to ask them to clarify, do you mean my top beard or my bottom beard? No, not that yeah. bottom beard. They are the bottom beard. Bottom, bottom beard. Eventually, we get there. Let's just grow that one out a little bit. So <laughs> we see a socially awkward, nerdy guy grabbing some beers and going over to people who are apparently conducting a good old deal, but they tell him they're paying less. He's like, but no, we agreed. And um, I kind of like this immediate dynamic of like this 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 big guy who's like calling the shots. Uh, but in the like, there's a bit of shade because the light source is pretty limited. Of just this spooky looking girl to his right, and just like what's the what's the deal? What's going on over there? You. Um. <laughs> and yeah. Uh. The, the, they they go over it, but to the point where the guy like refuses outright, and then she puts uh, he. he Throws it back to him, and she she puts her knife through the center of a of a coin that's got a little, little hole in it. Terrifying. Wow. So accurate. And um, I think she puts the knife down and says, "Like, make your choice, meaning the money or the knife." The coin, or you're gonna fight. You're gonna kill me for it. Yeah. And then he question. takes the knife and Is... kills them both. Right. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. In in the popular video game League of Legends, is that like what the money icon is, or is there a money icon of sorts? Does it look like that? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Theo, help! Oh <laughs> uh, well, sorry. What's, I don't think that in, looks in like in the gold popular in the smash hit video game League of Legends. Is the currency or money icon in the game the money in the show? Uh. Well, in the game, it's just gold. Not nothing really beyond just you know gold. Does the like, icon look like it looks in the show? Well, we don't have a re visual no. representation. Not really. Oh, what a what a that's fucking shit. shit show. I don't, wow. I don't know that the show is ready to tackle the Blood issue of hole. coinage in pre-modern societies. Wow. Yeah, because that's <laughs> what it has to them. Yeah, they have them in bags. And look, the bags even like yeah. What we're doing is coping together. When will she be in the game, hey, Theo? Uh, tomorrow. Nice. When yeah. she went to the tattoo parlor, she was like, give me a butterfly. You're like, where? On my face. Surprise me. <laughs> surprise yeah, me. Surprise me. <laughs> she wakes up with that on her face. Like, I thought this was okay. Katarina, by the way. No. What? This is... I said, I thought this was Katarina, just to show you how little I know about League of Legends <laughs> lore. <laughs> just because she has the knife. Yeah, that's basically the only reason. I was like, oh, that's a, yeah, that's the thing with the death thing. Spinnies. <laughs> Spinnies. Um, yeah, uh, 
then the bartender drops in, and um, this was something um, me and Fringy watched a review of this, and I'm going to reference it here and there just with thoughts I'm aware other people have had about this show. But um, that person said he hated the idea of everyone wants to defend the bartender. It's such an annoying cliche. Um, I don't know that what? that's on its own at all a bad thing. A First of all, the bartender is going to know everyone there probably better than most people will know each other there. Like, yeah. in general. And then, you yeah, I mean... The one person there that probably everyone knows. And if you threaten to hurt him, I imagine there will be people willing to defend him. I don't see there being a problem with that. Um, but I think that when you find out the context of who this man is, more so than just a bartender, it makes complete sense that people would stand up to defend yeah. him. He's like, yeah, he's just downplaying his own status. <laughs> he's not, he's not going to sit there and run a spiel of what he's accomplished. He's just going to say, yeah, don't fuck with the bartender, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, I really like his dialogue. I'm the father of dragons, breaker of chains. It's a general rule when someone starts to fight or like goes to start a fight in a bar or like similar establishment, their friends there will get up to defend them. Like that's just how it works. Mm -hmm. um, and the bartender is probably gonna be the one who's familiar with most people there. Yes, but isn't that cliche? Well, you know, it's cliche for characters to die if they get stabbed <laughs> in the face. <laughs> well, then we got to avoid that. We got to subvert it. Ah, uh, knives in my head, my only weakness. How did you know? No, how did you figure that one out? It's, oh, it's no. very cliche that he's capable of lighting his pipe here with fire. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that that pops fire up again. It's cliche. It would be cliche for Leia to die in the vacuum of space. Wait, Why? Was, was, was this uh, in his pipe? This actually brings something up. So there was a big controversy in League of Legends about removing Graves' cigar, uh, and then in this show, tobacco is featured very prominently in this show, among other drugs. Other. I was murdered. Among other drugs. Yeah, like, I, did, did anyone else find that weird? I found that pretty uh, weird. Graves has his cigar back, so... Oh, he does? Like, oh, okay. He deserves yeah, he his does. cigar. It's awesome. Were they were they yeah. afraid that the player base would be encouraged to pick up the habit of smoking? Well, it is, a, it is a thing, Rags. Um, I'm pretty sure that, uh, I'm pretty sure that, like, all Marvel films don't have anybody smoking or, uh... I'm pretty sure that bit. there's no Marvel movies where they're allowed to smoke. Like, that is just a well, broad thing. I mean, thing. I do wonder if statistically, if that increases, if showing it in that kind well, of context would increase the rate I of smoking. I wouldn't be surprised if it did, but I don't know that that's reason enough to remove them from media when you're telling stories. Well, I mean, it depends, right? It depends on the kind of story. It depends on the context. It depends on what's going on. And I wouldn't like, I, I think it's like... Bag lighting up one oh, every Apparently episode. it's Disney. Well, like, well, Disney has a mandate if, um, no smoking. So if okay. like fucking um, because like it is a net, it is a it is a net good for like fewer people smoking, right? So if you're gonna be, um, if it's if you're writing a story and it's like, hey, we could give the cigarette like we give this character a cigarette, right? Or we could just not, and like it's just it really doesn't matter either way. Then yeah, I don't see any reason. Well, like you know, you could have them smoke. Well, yeah, but, just uh, question. I'm like, fine with the decision to have them not for that reason, right? All of murder. Smokes is weird. Yeah, if you're removing like if what you're removing is like a big part of the story, or if it's important, or if it's meaningful characterization at that point, yeah, of course I would have a problem with that. Very well. Uh, someone pointed out Ross smokes an Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Disney bought Marvel the year after. I was gonna say that's not a <laughs> Disney product. Yeah. <laughs>
Is Obadiah? Oh, well, yeah, because that would be before as well. well that's two th yeah, yeah, because Marvel, they brought Marvel in 2009, and a lot of people point out, I guess, Wolverine ain't smoking cigars. It's like, yeah, probably not. But he's in a bar having the drinkly drankle. Can you fucking believe no, you, that they would do that? No, you still do that, that's fine. Yeah. That's horrifying. People might drink more. The horror. Apparently you don't even care. Anyway. Right down to your right. Anyway, let's press on. Uh, fucking timing. I'm like, yeah, give me one sec, cause I gotta add some guy who's just stumbled in. Despicable. Oh, I see. All right, you enjoy whatever. But yes, this right. is a great introduction to Vanda, and I realize I've been talking a lot. I don't know if anyone else wants to take the reins on why. Well, um, we're, like, <laughs> honest, we're going we're going chronological, whereas a lot of the things I want to say are just like more broad observations. Right, but uh, yeah. so just what I mean is, do it. with it what I what I've done with anyone else's. So, like, what what do we what do we know about this guy from the scene? Would you say? Uh oh, over well by the end of it, I think the main thing that we establish is that like he's got a reputation, like a a, a good one broadly with the people uh, in the city. Well, it's also yeah, like um, he he displays confidence. He seems able to read people. He seems to be kind of a mature and somewhat level-headed, reasonable person. He's diplomatic. I think that's like a big thing that we yeah. immediately pull away from the scene is that he is conflict resolution. Yeah, it's like a peacekeeper. In a way, sort of like with, a peacekeeper. Yeah. Combined with the prologue scene, we get a very clear image uh, yes, of how his priorities have changed. <laughs> That's uh, that's another because I don't know that anybody would be confused as to whether he's the same person. So it's like I to see him again in this context. He has hung up his gauntlets. It is possible yeah. that you'd mix, you it's wouldn't realize he's the same person, but it's pretty interesting to possible, see him but, beating the fuck out yeah. of someone, and now he's like, guys, don't fight, chill, okay? Mm -hmm. Also, I think happened? it's kind of. Yeah. I feel like it's nobody kind of assassinated that... his character. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh fuck! Bye. Well, there goes my joke. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of funny that uh, Drinker shows up once we get to the bar scene. Yep, that is pretty. Awesome, yeah. I just Drinker. like that Drinker's Halloween profile pickup. That shows yeah. you how much he uses Discord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, this is my third time this year of being on Discord. <laughs> wow, it's only been like a few days since then. It's totally chill. But yeah, how you doing? Welcome, welcome. Yeah, yeah, I'm hey. good, man. Yeah. Uh, We've uh, gotten to Vanda's introduction in two hours. Wow. Okay. We're, we're racing through the show. It's it's tense. Um, this is going to be a long one. But I suppose by now I summarized every everything on the show on Metal's Forge. I think. <laughs> wow. Well, let's just go ahead and let's play that, and then once yeah, let's just done, play we'll that. Back to, yep. Yeah. We'll yeah. Get, we'll just go back to the scene. Yeah. Let's all switch to uh, chair icons. Oh. Yep, yep. Just, just no, put on, just, just put on uh, Metal's Forge. Put the EFAP thing over it so we don't get content ID struck. And, <laughs> yep. and then once we it's over, we'll just tell Metal. Catch. I don't want him to. Metal yeah. sues He's me. He's a small YouTuber. He doesn't have. He doesn't have. Uh, I can't ID. You don't get that until you get like a certain number of subscribers. Well, like, though, manual claim by who? Oh. Uh, but I was gonna say we all kind of did it, so I feel like Drinker should get his shot as well. Um, we're trying to. It sounds weird, but trying to go is kind of spoiler-free, even though a lot of the stuff we say is only meaningful if you've seen the entire show. It's one of those weird balances we're trying to strike, but um, just overall, what did you think of Arcane in a couple paragraphs? However much. 
I thought it was an excellent show. I thought it dealt with lots of pretty complex character development. Um, it developed the world fantastically well. Um, Arcane, or sorry, League of Legends is not something I knew anything about, so I came into this totally blind. Um, but I had a pretty good sense of the world and the people in it and the different factions. Um, I loved how complex and nuanced the characters were, um, how complex their relationships were, and how they were, in a lot of ways, all deeply flawed people. Um, some trying to do their best, others less so, but yeah, they all had something about them that you could at least empathize with. So that's pretty damn rare in a show nowadays. And that, combined with what everyone else has been saying, man, it got a lot of praise. Mm-hmm. It yeah. did get a lot of praise. I'm glad that it deserved it. Yeah. Because I'm seeing a lot of other shows get praise, and they definitely don't deserve it. Some people just clap at anything. It's apparently the case. What do you mean? The Book of Boba Fett doesn't deserve praise. The Book of Boba Fett is... Uh, no, that one definitely does. I was referring to something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett was, deserves the opposite of praise. What? It deserves Scorn. to be thrown off of a Scorn. bridge. <laughs> Um, it deserves scorn. I tried to uh, play pause like three seconds at a time while we're just talking about it, so it's kind of like this just something to see. I, just, I love this image right now of how these two feel about this situation. Vanda's so chill and in control. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this guy's just like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Yeah, I'm gonna die here. This is my Huck last is, Huck day. Is freaking out. Um. Yeah, uh, Vanna basically squashes the tension. He makes it so that everyone's calmed down and, and whatever uh, was promised by either party is sorted. Okay, cool. And um, he sees our little kids coming in through the door, and it's like, I guess a useful sort of... We've, we've come to learn a decent chunk about them at the same time as quickly learning about him. We'll start getting already, like, good old character conflicts because they end up having um, a big old discussion. And uh, there's a line that is delivered during the sort of him chewing them out for... He doesn't know what they've done from their own mouths yet, but he, he just but does a standard He can already of... tell that they've, they've done Oh yeah, something. and he's heard already that yeah. there's been an explosion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah um, and Vi is like, turns toward him for just a moment, and then the moment they catch eyes, Vi turns away like, yeah, something's up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's a line where he's sort of, like I said, chewing them all out. But uh, she says, uh, how did you get so comfortable living in someone else's shadow? Which um, mm. very representative mm-hmm. of, again, Piltover is the, the sh- casting the shadow over the lanes. Mm-hmm. Even the way that they sit, there's something you could say about it. Um, yeah, I imagine that um, is pretty scared at this point as well, because not only is she just as culpable for having done all this as they are. Well, Vi is the most culpable because uh, she's the leader, but at the same time, they all went and Powder's actually the one that fucked everything up as well. So yeah, And she's very, he's, he's younger than the rest, so her, yeah. I guess, you know, that'll affect her a lot. You know, it's doubly nervous for her. But it's a, I guess, fun instant dynamic of this guy seems to be very in control and mature, while these lot are clearly like, Young. What has he learned? You know, what is what? What might be the difference? But he's um between their lived experience, and it looks to be what you can draw already is that they actually live here with him, and you combine that with the earlier uh, prologue scene, you're like, oh yeah, he's probably literally like their dad, um, or functions yeah. as such. Uh, but when she says that line, he sends them all out to have a more specific conversation with her. 
And um, you get through the conversation that Piltover is the rich, Thorn, or the lanes of the poor. Um, and if you push too hard, the enforcers will come. Uh, Vanda is warning against that, and he says, like, you know, they aren't supposed to do jobs up top, is what he says. Yeah. They're, they're, they're weighing in on a very, very unsteady piece right now. Um, and what's, I think you can draw from a lot of it is that uh, he understands exactly what they're feeling. Uh, but it's complicated. Like, he doesn't just say, you're grounded, bad move, he's trying to reach her. Uh, which is already quite like, you know, we, we haven't even gotten that far into the show, and it's already like, I like this guy. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you can see he knows what's going on, he knows what they feel like. He's not just like strict dad who's like, oh, you, uh, you dumbasses. Because right he's after, been, he, he's like... He's been there and right done that, hasn't he? He's, yeah. yeah. The yeah. about living in Piltover but, the Shadow, he's, he doesn't take that well still, I would say. You know, he sends everyone out immediately afterwards. And then, uh, yeah. And, and, and right after, uh, when, they, when they're done with the stern talking, he goes like, yeah, but you're right, and gets like some, I guess, some disinfectant or alcohol to just treat her wounds a little bit. Yeah, because he's showing that, that he clearly cares about her, which is also really nice. Well, if you remember, yeah, um, we are complimented underwater for this. Uh, yeah. When the captain was first talking to one of the, I think it was Kristen Stewart's character, a couple of things. The first thing he says the, the, is like, um, are you guys okay when he's trapped in a room or something like that? Um, and when he's freed, he starts ga gathering medical equipment to help them with the, the wounds they have while asking them the state of the station. We were just like, it's all great to show that he's, like, where his concerns are. And yeah, Vanda sees her hand, grabs it, and I think he says, um, this won't solve your problems, it just makes more of them. Which, yeah, you know, closer to as overt, we'll get, as overt as we'll get in terms of what's changed him as a person since prologue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in a lot of ways, Vander and Vi are almost the same character, but at different points in their life. Like a lot of these conversations basically feel like Vander talking to a younger version of himself and like giving advice and being like, because it, it seems like he had done a lot of the, a lot of the same stuff. Um, he's all, there's also sort of um, a leadership mentoring thing going on where they both serve leadership roles. Like Vander serves as kind of the de facto leader of the lanes, right? And Vi is at least the leader of, you know, the group of siblings, I guess. Yeah, I think... Um, uh, a line he has is something like, you know, as the person, they'll do whatever you say, so whatever they do, you're responsible for it. And the second he said that, I was like, you're talking about yourself, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. They do that a lot in this show, and it's very enjoyable. It's like food for the brain, Having because instead of, yeah, instead of the line being the line, and you're like, right, I get it. It's, oh, well, other lines are still happening. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. I love yeah, it when the things that characters choose to say are informed by their perspectives. Yeah, we don't That's get that. Just, oh, <laughs> yeah, like when Boba Fett says that he grew up surrounded by water. I went, oh yeah, that's he, right. Because right, he grew he up, grow up Camino, surrounded by water. He, yeah, there's lots of water where he grew up. That that it really informs that thing he decided to say. I feel like said, uh, when he said, I never walked, worked with Bib Fortuna, I was thinking, oh yeah, right, because he's stupid. That makes sense <laughs> that he would say that. Because he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, this scene is probably a strong example of what is at this point becoming an often cited uh, 
sort of standard for dialogue when you can achieve more than one thing with one line of dialogue. Not yeah. just what's being said, but what they've chosen not to say or the underlying meaning behind it or what that tells us about their history. Achieving more than one thing at the same time, just, you love to see it. Yeah, because like, I don't Absolutely. think that he's deliberately there thinking... I don't think he's deliberately there making like an analogy about himself. I think that he thinks this about himself and that's why it's occurred to him to say it about her, right? Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, well, it's, um, it, is, 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 it's, it's something that wells on his mind, it weighs on his mind a lot is that he thinks this and that this is, so he's giving well, the same advice that he has come to the conclusion based on his own thoughts about himself. He's giving that yeah. advice to someone else, right? And I guess, it's not, uh, he's not making a deliberate metaphor because that'll be, yeah. Well, it's also yeah, like, exactly. uh, there, there are a lot of times where you could explain something, but when you're young it's like people could tell you exactly how you're about to fuck up but nothing anyone says is going to change anything you just got to go fuck it up well, um, but if i'm you, having deja vu again fucking hell but continue <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like uh you know i have i've had those conversations from both directions right um people get t people telling me things that they had done as mistakes um and then i went and did the same thing and then telling people character development you know, like the yeah. character development of your own life. You can't just skip ahead just because someone tells you what you ought to do. It's not yeah, precisely. And, and there's there's a lot of choices in this in, in this show. It's part of why I think it's pretty well written in terms of plot is that there are a lot of things that are justified but probably bad decisions. It's like it's not as though there isn't any reason for you to do this or any reason to believe this might be a good idea. But if you were to consider all the things that are relevant um there are predictable consequences you know and you sort of you sort of reap the consequences of the decisions that you're making and i, I feel like vander has been through a lot of that and vi is about to go through a lot of that um, yeah she hasn't been through it yet um precisely she's yeah. at the early stage of of uh of this journey she's saying yeah. the kind of things that probably brought vander to that bridge to begin exactly. with. exactly yeah. exactly yeah uh, we see that Milo is trying to listen in with a little, like, I don't even know what you call those. Think of it as a funnel, but for your ear. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Right. A funnel for your ear. An ear That's the Mozart thing. Uh, and Flagger is just think, <laughs> sitting on the stairs waiting while acknowledging that he's got mm -hmm. a black eye as well. He looks pretty sad, and I imagine it's because of the fact that he's just, you know... Milo seems like someone who's much more self-driven. Clag is just sort of here and willing to help with whatever everyone's up to. Uh, yeah. So th thus, once it suffers for that, it just sucks. But yeah. Um, and I think uh, Vanda takes that little device off him. And he's like, hey, what the hell? And he's just like, you should know better than to return from a job empty-handed. Because uh, he collects him yeah. a bunch of random shit from his place. And I think he's going to go deliver it to Benzo. Um when mm -hmm. in reality he's much more looking for information i think but as they walk out we come we see that um uh powder is collecting bits and bobs that can eventually be a part of her little invention um but when she puts it into a pocket she realizes she still has the little uh what is it called is it gem gemstone? gemstones basically yeah i don't know what they're called well, there's specific but, names well, like because well, the the, yeah. the, the, well, the, the thing is stable that, version is called what... a gemstone right I, yeah, the yeah, gemstone is the just, stable version. I forget I exactly what the other one's called. Stone. Okay, well, I think. Well, it's not, okay. Yeah, she wants to tell uh, uh, Vi about it, obviously, because it's the one thing she still got from the job that proves that something came of it. Um, but she catches 
this is something that can happen commonly in a lot of stories. She catches the worst part of the conversation where Milo says, yeah. um, he's like, we were better, we were twice her at half her age, and that, um, you know, she, she keeps fucking up, and then Vi says, yes, there's a lot of things she can't do. And she stops listening at that point when Vi moves on to say, uh, like, and then she names all of Milo's flaws, implying that. Yes, Powder's flawed, but so are you. Like, you do a lot of things that fuck everything up. For example, he's the one that gave information away to people that they were doing this job. Because he wanted to boast about it. Which is likely why yeah. um, <laughs> the bullies turned up, if you will. Well, probably lost the stuff, anyway. Because of the fight. Exactly. That's, uh, you know, and, and she rips into him for that. Um, and we get what... Uh, I'm going to highlight specific ones. I think the expressions are fucking fantastic throughout this show. But uh, there's one here, I'm going to try and A, B, repeat it on like five seconds so I don't get hit for copyright. But um, this reminds me of the best kind of hand-drawn uh, stuff we would get as well in the, in the top tier stuff. So here we go. Please don't be long enough to get me the stream banned, alright? <laughs> but yeah, just keep an eye on her face for this little bit. It's so expressive. Yeah, it is. All of the animation in this is superb. It makes me feel like it's modeled after someone actually doing it, but I assume it's not. Um, well, well uh, could it not be mocapped? There I, is no mocap. So, it wouldn't be necessarily mocap. You see, you sometimes see it get posted. I saw it for that new Disney movie in Kanto where it's like they show that the animators had references that they had done, where they'd done mm -hmm. the framing and had people perform the movements, but then they would then, you know, using that footage, they would uh, animate it. Um, yeah. So that may well be what they did here. Um, and they may well references have done some other things too. Yeah, just references. Yeah, the yeah. thing is, it, so many of the movements are so... Just like the random movements that you, real people make when, the, when they're in intense situations like that, that you just feel like a computer program would never pick up. You know, I know. they would well, never it, think it, to animate that. There was this thing that was going on during the fight. Sorry, Drinker, I'll get back. Um, no, the, go, um, go the, um I, I like this part where during the fight, uh, when the bully was about to basically pounce back onto uh, Milo, Milo just kind of like, eh, he's kind of brings his leg out to just maybe try to block him to like absolutely no avail. It's just what something you would see somebody who's never really been in a fight before or very often would do just out of habit. And it was just kind of like a funny little thing that I had noticed along the way. So it's like, it just kind of plays into that. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I think it was, um, I, it's one of the things I noticed throughout is, oh. like, these little, like, ticks, and it was kind of mentioned before, but, yeah, there's just, like, a lot of things that are just really subtle, um, that you didn't have to do, but it just elevates it so much more. The, um, the one that really sticks out to me is the micro-movements of the eye, where it's just little, the little, little dots back up, down, full. Yeah, it just yeah, makes yeah. The, the eyes feel mm -hmm. like they're so much more alive. Hmm. What was Drinker going to say? <laughs> it was something. No, I think I just. I no, no. I think I just literally made my point there. I was just finishing speaking. So. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, um, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, uh, really. I was just going to say really parts like through? this. I'll try and highlight here and there as we go. But seriously, like, there's there's so many of these that I'm really impressed with. Very good. Yeah. And they're called hex crystals and hex tech gemstones. Those are the All names. right. There you go. Oh, there you go. Okay. Crystal versus well, the stones, right? The, the mm -hmm. stones would be the refined proper ones because yeah. hex tech yep. isn't a name yet. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. 
And uh, someone in chat wanted me to mention, I was going to a little bit later, but the fact that she overheard them saying that isn't something that leads to something big plot-wise. It's, it's literally like, Vi clarifies it a scene later, so it's fine. Yeah. It would have been annoying if, if that didn't happen, because it is a very annoying I'd forgive, like, like, I'd forgive smaller things like that, uh, but you're right, it's still like a... Mm. Mm. Well, it's just so it's such a common thing of like, ooh, I'm just walking past with a smile on my face. I'm so happy. Oh yeah, what a prick, right? Oh, they're mean to me. <laughs> That's what I would say well, if I wasn't me. But I, I think would argue right. the, the element off. you've missed there is that they say what a prick. You run off crying, and I go would be what I would say yeah, if I well, was being mean to yeah, Fringy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I'm I think not. It, it just. It does give you an indication, really, or, or just a slight inkling of how easily these relationships can fall apart just through misunderstandings or, or how tenuous she sees her own position as within the group. Yeah, you know, I learned a new word. She kind of knows she's a fuck up and she knows the others don't like her particularly. And you can clarify this, which is fine, but like ultimately it's still that that general sense that she'll have that she's not particularly wanted by the others. Absolutely. She's got a lot of paranoia with how they feel about her. Well, yeah, that's that's probably mm -hmm. the important part to qualify here. Is it's not that she had no reason to believe that these are things that would be said about her. Like, it's not it's not like she was totally blindsided by the observation that she's not that she's got problems in terms of competency. Yeah, it's confirming it's, insecurities that already exist. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, also, I learned a word from the chat: saccade, a rapid movement of the eye between fixation points. That's Man, what a, go, fun God. Well, what a fun fact. What a fun fact. I totally do that. Yeah. That, that. So that's what you were seeing when you were mentioning like the small rapid eye movement. There's a word for that. That's pretty cool. Thanks. I'm never Jet. going to use that word ever. If you probably <laughs> not, <laughs> but in so you here's, better not be some animator. Here's a pointless fact for you as well. Your brain doesn't actually take in new information when you're making one of those rapid eye movements. So if something should happen to move while your eye's doing it, you won't actually pick it up. Really? There you okay. go. Pointless little fact for you. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, just, just, just doing some. Just, I was actually going to say that the uh, if you keep an eye on it, you see those micro movements like all oh. the time. <laughs> um, and I, yep. I almost do want to, cause like I think some people are like, man, you're just over praising it, but it's like I don't know how else to explain it. The the expressions blew me away in the show. So like. I think something's going on here more so than is going on in other stuff I've seen. Um, yeah. Well, maybe if everything else wouldn't be so shit. Well, I will, this was, yeah. I will say that uh, <laughs> I think it is a situation of, I think we often, probably shouldn't say we, because it might not be everybody, that anima 3D animation has improved substantially from, like, Toy Story. But I think that because it's been such a gradual, like, development, that it, you really need to see, like, the beginning to where we are now to notice, like, how much better 3D animation has got in terms of capturing expressions, because it's not, like, a lot of a lot of stuff now has really good facial animation mm -hmm. um, compared to what they used to be able to do before, where it's, like, very little touches, and instead of just, like, you know, sort of, like, default happy or default sad or default, um, like, scared, there's, like, minor variations in those now that they're able to capture. Um, yeah, I think a lot of stuff is getting really good at, at doing facial animation now. If you check out our coverage of 101 Dalmatians, I think we very quickly start saying, like, oh, these expressions. This, oh, yeah, so... yeah, 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 yeah like, exactly. 
Yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, we do pick him up, but it's just like, I don't know, I, I think Arcane is, is helped dramatically uh, with how much you can get invested in the character by being able to read their face very, very well. Yes, mm -hmm. there is never any confusion. You are, you are getting a lot of information uh, from the expressions. A lot. Um, I think it helps. Oh, we'll go ahead. As well, that because it's animation, it's deliberate. Oh, I, I think I've wrote it there. Uh, because it's animation, you know that it's all deliberate. Someone did this on purpose. So it's like you're almost kind of, you're going to read into this stuff more so, maybe, just by virtue of the fact that you know that it was on purpose. Not yeah. that, like, acting isn't on purpose, it's more just yeah, yeah, that yeah. when it's animation, it's like, this was planned, storyboarded, and animated, like, to the, like, frame, you know, to the smallest details. Um, so, Banda enters Benzo's shop, and they treat it for a second as though they don't know each other, and it's fun for the audience, because they're like, I'm close, get the fuck out of piece of shit, that he's like, well, good, because the owner's a piece of shit. And they're like, <laughs> um, I imagine just to give us the impression. Oh, these guys are probably quite familiar with each other. Okay, cool. Um, and I'm just gonna say this: there's no reason to do absolutely anything with this information. No need for anyone to comment on me saying this. Echo's working on a clock. Um, moving on. <laughs> uh, just a quick thing: uh, the thing that Benzo's looking at through his magnifying glass thing—that's a heart of gold. It is. An item in the game. It was removed from League of Legends. I'm still salty about that. Yeah. What what, what did that out. do? Uh, it gave you a bit of health, and it was a gold generation item, so it just me. You earn more gold passively over time. Oh, hey. oh, I remember that one. Hey, yeah. um, it's cool well. because he's that's the, a cool reference. Shop guy. He's a really cool reference. I remember being like, "There she is." More <laughs> item. I miss it. Um. Yeah, um, uh, so Echo is sent outside, he's just a little kid uh, who works with Benzo. Um, Let me just point out also his first line in the show is, give me a few seconds. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, I think, um, I don't think, it, is his name Echo, like, right off the bat? Yes. Because they refer to him as Little Man. Well, that's just like a, a nickname, right? Yeah, I think because he's I small! Imagine, uh, I, I, he's I like that. He's sure. It's, it's just that so... I wasn't sure if they were calling him Echo right off the bat. Did they call him? Did he call him by his name Echo when he was sending him off? I think so. Yes. He says, Echo. Mm. Okay. Because he got quite a they, they try and insinuate the the job came from a shifty background, like someone going by the name Little Man, and Milo gets rich enough, like, oh, Little Man. Mm. So you get you start to think maybe maybe Bai picked this job up from someone of ill repute. No, it's just a kid they know. <laughs> Uh, which, by the way, we get a little more context on how that job started, which he says that a guy came into Benzo's shop and paid double for basically everything. So Echo concluded that uh, he must have a lot of shit to be able to steal in his place, and so followed him back to his penthouse. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which is neat. It's a piece of information, because that tells you that whoever was in that penthouse has been searching for all kinds of materials all over the place to build things. Yep. Um, and he's rich, or at least richer than significantly than the people of Zorn. Uh, but yeah, uh, something I quite like is that uh, they, Benzo and Banda are talking about the potential repercussions from all of this, and um, they talk about the enforcers coming down, and then Vanda says there are worse things than enforcers, and looks to his arm and puts his hand on it. 
Uh, that's pretty interesting for later. Stuff. Mm -hmm. And I like that when we go outside, great little moment, it's nice and small. Echo is, is um, asking them how the job went, and because of uh, the black eye that Flag has got, uh, like, oh shit, you guys got into a fight? Did Vi kick their asses? And uh, Klaga says yeah. we, we wouldn't be here if uh, otherwise. Like, uh, implying that she's the one that got them through the whole thing. Uh, he's the guy mm. who took on two at once. Hmm, quite humble. Yeah, one of yeah. them gentle giants by the looks of things. Mm -hmm. Like, he'll fuck you up, though. <laughs> he'll break his <laughs> yeah. spine. Um, yeah, and then Echo just starts, like, you know, miming lots of uh, punching and shit as fighting scenes. Very exciting. He said, well, he said that this is a few moves that Vi taught him. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it seems Echo, Vi, out of the lot of them, they all, they all hang out at a decent level. Um, mm -hmm. But then the enforcers come. Oh, no. And uh, there's this... Yeah. Um, there's this line, I think, where uh, Grayson says uh, the things involved with like what the explosion was um, make this place look like a candy shop. Just trying to like the gravity of the situation. And if you remember Benzo's expression when she says that, it's funny. I'm trying to get to it. Uh, I suppose it's worth saying first the the two enforcers. They're quite the characters. Um, would anyone like to maybe talk about the difference between them just from what we get from this scene, if you, if you memory serves? Grayson and Marcus? Sure. Those those two? Or, or, or Benzo and... Uh, no, I, Grayson and Marcus. They yeah, the the Grayson, is, uh, I think they call it Sheriff. She's the Sheriff, so, so yeah. She, she's, she, she's the Sheriff of the Enforcers, which I guess like the commanding position the of, of them all. Um, and yeah, she clearly needs some needs needs someone to blame in order to keep the peace between the two cities, because they like Vander and Grayson are both aware if we don't do something, at least a little bit, the 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 higher ups in Piltover will be very angry, and there's going to be a lot of enforcers down here, and it's going to get ugly. So those those two are pretty much like, yeah, we need to keep it low, need to do something. We need like a scapegoat, basically. So give me someone, and we can settle it. And Marcus, on the other hand, is like, "Oh, you're all pieces of shit. I had every single one of you. I'm gonna beat you up. You're nothing." And he basically hates the Undercity. Like he's very he's, antagonistic to he's everyone not down big here. On them. You... And I'd say this is probably the first big commentary on, I guess, the world. Like, mm -hmm. in terms of this is when it comes more into focus of the dynamics here. Because the conversation is mainly about the broader implications of the, the 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 explosion and everything, rather than specifically, like, oh, the explosion was bad, or stealing is bad. It's like, you know, they're not going to be content with nobody being punished for this. There are, there are politics at play. And yeah. Grayson is very aware of that, but she's more diplomatic. She's more like uh, Vanda, Grace. Yeah, she's very much his his opposite number, isn't she? Like, yeah, very for the for the top, pragmatic, exactly. um, yeah. and less less driven by like um, the sort of idealism of their job, and more just like, yeah, this is what we need to do to maintain the peace. 
And I think it's also worth noting the voice actress has been in a number of video games. Does anybody want to take a stab at uh, pronouncing that name? It's... No. I'll, I'll, I'll do, it. I'll do she, it. She was in The Expanse, and she was pretty good in that. She it was, was also, that she was also uh, Ron. The last name is in... a sneeze. <laughs> I had a flu. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. She she's, does have uh, a very distinctive voice. Extremely distinctive voice, and I think uh, it lands voice. her a lot of roles. Oh, I love it. It, voice. it is very good. She has an awesome I could voice. listen. I could listen is to her read a phone book, and I'd be cool with that. Uh, I think so. Yes. Um, I mean that that is that is the kind of voice that yeah you've lived a life if you have a voice like that. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I would say you can already run a parallel at this point of. Vander and her are like two sides of a coin, while Marcus mm -hmm. and Vi are the other two sides of a coin. Marcus seems to be very aggressive against anybody from the Undercity. He's got a very coloured view of the Undercity, and he's very impetuous, so he's not good at like putting that aside to just get the job done. Because he insists that everyone down here is like, like it's in his ad, he calls him fucking trencher trash. He's like. He thinks yeah. <laughs> he knows for sure that Vander and the, that he thinks they're in on it. He, they know what happened, and they're just hiding things because because they're trencher trash and they hate Piltover and yeah, that sort of thing. You've got to admire the sheer balls or stupidity of that guy to to be throwing around insults like that when you're down there with very little protection. Yeah, you know, like they could quite easily that could go badly wrong for you. Well, I feel like of course, I think, I think he knows exactly what'll happen if somebody fucks with him. Like, basically, the piece is over and the Undercity's gonna get wiped out if they were to attack an officer, and I think he realizes that. Oh, he's that. looking for it. He's I, looking I don't for think... a reason. Basically, uh, yeah, he's trying to antagonize them into doing something shitty. I think um, he's mostly... He's got a big chip on their shoulder. Um, yeah. A chip on his shoulder time. with respect to them. Like, he knows they don't respect him. Yeah. And I think it's neat to note it's more uh, the gas masks as well that they put on to move through the Undercity when everyone we've seen so far doesn't need them, and so it's mm. you get a sense mm. that it's uh, air they're not used to, but also that it it's just it's a very clear separating line in terms of the classes. I would argue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Like we don't want to breathe your air. <laughs> um. But they obviously bring it down knowingly that it's not necessary. Um, at least in the in the buildings, I've noticed because Grayson's wearing it when she comes. But yeah, she sends him out, and so Grayson and Vander can have a very mature discussion about what happens next, which is essentially somebody's head has to roll for that explosion. Uh -huh. It's too significant, and she said it regards the Kinemans. Um, they're apparently a big name because like, we don't know a lot yet. And she says people were hurt. So Vanda's like, I'll deal with the people who did it. But she's like, it's not good enough. Um, yeah, I think this is what I was talking about, right? So she's, she says it would make this place look like a candy shop. Um, this is Va uh, what Bedzo looks like when she says it. I'll even do it. <laughs> I fucking love that expression. <laughs> It's like, fuck, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm right here, man. It's like, what the fuck? Hey. Handy shop, what do you mean? <laughs> I have a heart of gold over there. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Oh, Kiraman, sorry. Why are you not so mean? Yeah, Kiraman. Um... Just great little reaction. Like you said before, like things that they didn't have to put in, but mm. they chose to, and it's just. 
gives it so much humanity and personality. Yeah. Like that was entirely it's, unnecessary. I, I feel like it, it almost runs contrary to the idea of diminishing returns, right? It's so it's so small, but yet it's so uh meaningful. Why? When you just yeah, keep I love doing how... crap the show. Yeah, I love how they could easily have said something, but they ins they choose instead to speak it through just expressions. Well, just show, don't tell. Exactly. He could have said, hey, but instead they yeah. just chose to make him speak with his eyes, and there's just, there's just something great about that. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you, you can draw so well, much about that expression. Like, he's, he's almost like, fuck you. What do you mean? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think you could also say they did that deliberately. Deliberately? Deliberately? Uh, <laughs> talking is hard, okay? Uh, because he probably realizes how important that conversation is, and also the writers knew that this is an important conversation. Right, he's so not going to interrupt. Yeah, so doing this weird interruption of like a "Hey" would be like super out of place. So they just yeah. said that this is like, mm -hmm. and it makes the show very rewatchable. There's a lot of things you'll be like, "Fuck, I didn't even see that the first time around." And you're like, "Yeah, I don't know, it's yeah." Quick. I'm already seeing a bunch of stuff I haven't seen in two watches. Yeah, through there was a. <laughs> There was a great joke in episode four that I had missed until I had watched it the third fucking time. And I realized that we'll get there later, but like, I'll just point it out later. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> um, and the conclusion of the conversation, she gives him a um, one of them. I don't know what they're called. They go into the pneumo tubes, right? Like little messenger bottle yeah. things. Yeah, like the capsules or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, use this to tell me who I'm going to take into custody because someone's got to come. And he's just like, fuck's sake. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and again, you realize like we're at the half hour mark now. And it's just like doing pretty well uh, for first episode. And then Absolutely. we go back to Powder, who's fooling around with some of the things she's collected. And it's, it's I think... A pretty interesting set, even though this this comes with the character if you grab it from uh, the game. But just all the mechanical and engineering stuff, and then a box full of crayons. Like there is combined <laughs> one. I'm not sure if it was mentioned that Echo eavesdropped on the whole meeting. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's definitely worth it plot wise. He not only eavesdropped on it all, but it just I guess shows a little bit of um, ingenuity on his part, like the tools he's using mm -hmm. to do it. Um, well, it's it's super relevant. It's like a it's like a necessary plot. No, no, yeah. The, the, be cut out. I realized that when I'd gotten to where that's going to be really important, I would have just said because he heard the conversation. But um, with mentioning, sure, uh, definitely finds it shocking because it is. Uh, and there are some masks in the background. That uh, one of them also looks like a mask from the intro. Also, young Echo is incredibly cute. His hair is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, Vi comes to like just comfort powder now that we're like the aftermath of this drama, and she just feeds back to her the quotes she heard, and Vi um tries to you know just calm her down and stuff, and she says, "I'm not a fighter." Vi says, "You don't have to be." Um, and I really like it when she says, "You don't have to be." I think uh, powder has an expression of frustration, like that's not reassuring to her that she doesn't have to mm -hmm. fight when she's a part of a group of people that. That's what they do to survive. Well, yeah, she doesn't want to be told, yeah, you're not good, and that's okay. She wants to hear, no, I can <laughs> do this. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's going to be a thing. Just 
a persistent thing. I wonder if thing. we're dropping lots of things <laughs> that wish to be considered. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love it. Uh, Vice says you don't have to be, and then she just she looks like it's like anguish, like this is yeah. And she's hitting, her, hitting her head on the on the little device as well. Um, and so Vi realizes this ain't working as as reassurance. So she takes her up to a a rooftop. Says when she was a well, she explains first that a lot of people have fucked up. Um, a lot of times, Milo Clagger. She explains some stories about how one of them has slipped while trying to paint like a giant uh, middle finger middle while the finger. other one was almost caught by enforcers, but they found it so funny that he had caught his leg on something that they just left him there. Which, again, gives you a sense of, like, damn, enforcers are pricks. Um, yeah, the enforcers are pricks, <laughs> and we've all had our weak moments, just like yeah. you. But then her last story is when she was a kid, uh, someone threw a toy up into, like, these this little uh, set of wiring, I'm not sure, and, and it stuck there. And she said she hoped it would be knocked down one day. Um, that we've all had bad days, but we we learn and we stick together. Just good old standard normal things for a supportive sister to say. But uh, mm. saying we always learn and we stick together is going to be something that's remembered quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and she she shows her the the gem stones. Sorry, the that is yeah yes no was it gem uh, the hex crystals the hex crystals. Oh, sorry right They're not okay stones yet. The the crystals and um Wow, crystals are stones, but, <laughs> <laughs> but she shows it them or there. And uh she says, Let's show Vanda and Vi's like, No. Because uh, after everything that's happened, you'd assume that that's gonna be a bad move with everything that's uh yeah. all the repercussions of everything. Yeah, um, well not to mention Vander had said like, So where's the loot? And so like we lost it all, and Vander said, Good. That means yeah. that it can't be traced back to you. So mm -hmm. with that knowledge in mind, she realizes, wait, this can be traced back to us. Let's just not tell anybody. Yeah, she doesn't really know what it is, but she would rather not tell Vander about it. Mm -hmm. Which um honestly when I was first watching this show, I thought we were just gonna get because some TV shows, I don't know if you guys have noticed, have like huge credit sequences. Like you get the the WandaVision ones. Really surprised if you remember because we had the the outro credits, but then the credits, and they were really long. So I thought, oh, I think this is the the show ending on a shot of them looking over the city. It makes the most sense. But the thing is, we haven't had an introduction to a main villain yet, which um, it sort of reminded me of how a lot of the structure and a lot of stories goes. A lot of the time with TV shows, that the last scene is actually saved for like there's something brewing. That's going to be a problem for our heroes. What is it? <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like uh, it's just it's just time to to introduce. We meet. I don't even know if we know his name at this point, but it is Silco. Whoa, whoa, Silco! Cheerleading <laughs> 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 for him. <laughs> whoa, bad guy. Oh, it's a good character. Um, I quite like as well that our intro to him is through the POV of Deckard, who's like. Mm. Panting and panicking a little bit and thrown onto a chair that honestly looks like it's either had a bite taken out of it or someone got their head yeah. blown off while sitting on it. <laughs> yeah, it could like, be either. It's, either. It's the immediate contrast of like the petty gangster with like the real shit kind of criminals. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and... funny too because he gets shoved around this cat and the cat just doesn't care. Like this is a very common occurrence. Shit, yeah. The giant. The giant fish in the background, the, like 
I just wanted what Das Bolger just said. Uh, you're very right. He's tossed into the cat with the chair to the point where it's almost dangerous. The cat yawns. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, another else one. Again. Uh, what were you going to say, Theo? I was just mentioning how, like, the huge fish framed behind them, like, in, the, in one of the shots kind of alludes to the scale of things here as well. Yeah. Right? And these these are not petty criminals. And the big looming shot of the big tattooed guy. Yeah. Like, not to mention that um, he takes up the entire frame. So was it I love how Mauler assumed that someone ate the chairs? Like, I mean, did you see what they create <laughs> at the end of this scene? <laughs> <laughs> there's a chance there's some creepy monster they made that ate and a chair. And who's that standing there in the background? Who's who who's that? We don't know. Ooh. We don't know yet. There's but, some guy yeah, well, keep uh, an eye on him. I was gonna <laughs> uh, just appreciate the frantic camera work in this scene and i just feel like it's supposed to be again it's it's obviously new to us but it's also Decker's pov you're like you're thrown onto the chair with that visual of it's a chair that apparently people get killed in and then you got this guy in the background with this giant potion thing looking very weird He's scanning around all these thugs surrounding you with weapons you're just like this isn't fun this is very not fun actually <laughs> just good visual storytelling and communication mm -hmm. We've got a like... good use of the old tilted camera looking at this thug. Very good. Oh yeah, this yeah. guy is fucking huge. Look at him. I don't think a lot of the people old, really noticed. Yeah, the old Dutch angle that movies tend to uh, not what realize why they're using sees. it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so weird that the movie probably uh, most famous for Dutch angles is Thor. Like it's Thor they shove them in all the time. everywhere. <laughs> because it, it's it's famous for using them badly, though. That's the whole thing. <laughs> well, so the big problem with that, they just don't know when to not use. Dutch they're angles. everywhere. Yeah, like, it's constant. <laughs> it's like someone just retook, like rotated the entire fucking film. Well, I I can imagine this feels like. Uh, what if someone for a laugh just chopped off one of the legs on all the tripods, like just all of the tripods? <laughs> like, oh, and this was like shit. shit. Is it in the budget for more tripods? No, it's not. All right, we're just gonna yep. have to make two. <laughs> we spent we spent all the budget on catering. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So I, I'm curious, the character in this scene who, who's holding a beaker. Did anybody figure out who that is without looking at the credits or looking it up? Uh, um, yes. I, yeah, I knew I him when I saw him. I think uh, people started to figure it out fairly quick, but I think it took us me a little and... bit longer. So with me and Franny, this I was, was the point where my League of Legends knowledge was at its least remembered, because I hadn't yeah. looked into it again. But when I saw Silco, I was like, oh, is that like the uh, version of Singed? Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because of the eye and the side of the face. Um... When I saw the other guy, I was like, oh, I guess he's just scientist guy. But of course, uh, as time went on, and then I was like, more like, I thought maybe the singed's name was Silco or something. That's what I thought I was, I was that's misunderstanding. A, that's that was exactly my experience. That was my exact experience. I thought Silco was singed, and then I had no idea singed was in it. And then on my second watch through, on like episode six, I was watching the credits, and I was like, wait, singed? What the fuck? Who's singed? <laughs> well, like, I think uh, I, I think I think there are a few things at play. I think the fact that we have the name Powder, but I think most people already knew who she was. Really, it's like, oh, so there there may well be names that yeah. we uh that we've never heard before that are actually the names associated with the more known ones. Is, and um, is of Silco, course, as well. Sorry, uh, no. Well, go go for it. Well, I was just going to ask if Sil so Silco's not in the games, then, right? He's no, not in the game. That is correct. No. He's, not. he's in there, TFT there are, now. Yeah, they've there are a few in the characters spin-off, but he's not in the okay. 
Well, because there are a few characters who aren't in it. There are there are um there's yeah, one Mel- we'll get to. Yeah. Well, th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh I'm blanking as well. There are there are a few other people who, and like family members as well, where it's like, yeah, they're not well, or I guess it's not as someone's pointed out, which is what uh confirmed it for me when we were watching on Netflix, is that they'll give you the names of the people who are speaking. So I can't remember yeah. what point it was, but I was with with Fring, I was like, oh, that guy's singed. Okay, okay. Because it said it. I was like, all right, I follow now. Oh, yeah. Um, I yeah, think I had, I had to ask. I was so, no idea. I had to he ask Theo uh, if Silco was in the game or not, because I hadn't played it for so long that I didn't know if maybe he was new or something. I, I, I don't know if it's worth commenting on now or later, but I think Singed is a very interesting example of how do we do fan service in a certain certain sense i agree um, it'll be episode six that you're gonna want to bring that up again yeah I guess. exactly exactly <laughs> so next week probably well, <laughs> yeah. uh, since we're at three hours i'm starting to think we might have to split this into two i'm not sure we'll have to see how it goes yeah. <laughs> um, christ all right well let's let's press on shall we well i, I love I like this that. shot of S- uh, silco which is the first oh, proper awesome. look at him yeah mm. Nice immediately ties best up boy. A bit of best boy. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, try so and... uh, Go ahead. I was just going to say that um, uh, there's a movie called Barry Lyndon that probably a lot of people in the audience haven't seen, but I'm assuming most of you guys have. It's a Kubrick film. One thing I love about Barry Lyndon is you can just go through and pause at basically any point and it looks like a painting. It's like almost, mm-hmm. every, almost every shot yeah. in the entire movie just has an aesthetic quality that is above and beyond the best shot in most films. So that's literally every shot. And Arcane is close. Like you can just go through and pause at basically any point. Everything is very, very meticulous and beautiful and in a way that's really quite shocking. Yeah, I believe Jay had actually, yeah, 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 exactly. Jay put, (laughs) uh, made this very point. He was like, check out these four gorgeous shots. Just kidding. These are all random shots. This fucking show is great. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I, I knew that it would work. I just I, I scrolled to four random points of the episode, pretended, posted them saying that they were my favorite shots from Arcane. It's like, nope, psych, they're literally random ones, but the entire show is gorgeous. Yep. <laughs> that every frame is a painting. Mm-hmm. You could say that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just yeah, make holy sure shit, dude. I, like, <laughs> I... Earlier, earlier, someone said the budget was ten million an episode, and I was like surprised that it was that little. And someone in chat was like roasting me, but just look at the quality. I mean, I don't know. Ten million uh, 90, an episode um, is, a, is a good amount of money per episode for a television yeah. show. Well, the thing is, it's, I mean, it's better than the vast majority of movies. And like, I mean, ninety million dollars isn't that much for a movie, and this is six hours of content. From what okay. I have heard, don't take this as like gospel or anything, but I've heard that a lot of the money didn't even go to the animation. Like it was going to other places, like these high budget songs and a, and that sort of thing. Hmm. I can believe that. Okay. A lot I'm of these songs, reading. they are, I'm going these to are that all gospel. unique songs. <laughs> that is gospel now. Uh, one thing is a neat little thing as well is after all that, like the intensity of what the fuck they're going to do to Deckard. You see him tooling around with this device, and it's just like, oh god, is this is a penis snipper? What's going to happen? And then it's like, no, he uses <laughs> it on himself, and you're like, oh. It's just uh, it's his it's own re- pain. It's, it's really uncomfortable every single time it happens. Well, he doesn't <laughs> uh, get to use it, and he looks—he's going to use it by the looks of things. But then they—they they give away that it was uh, Vanda's kids that are responsible for the explosion, which um, 
Silco is like very interested in immediately. Because he sees it as an opportunity. And he even says, you don't even realize, yeah. but that one piece of information has probably saved your life. Um, well, I think he, he gets I think the sound effect implies that he does use it. Oh, was there? There's a little sound effects of the little shooty shoot in his eye. I think he does use it. I thought he uh, didn't get to because he was interrupted by the, the information. But maybe, yeah. But just, um, look, look, look at this. Look at him. They're like, God, what's this guy? He's so spooky. He must be a bad guy. <laughs> He's evil. Um,. But yeah, so, uh, you know, the, the conclusion of the scene is that the information that our our intrepid heroes, this guy is aware of it and is very happy he knows about it. So we're just sitting here like, eh. and then I think the credits roll. That's about it for the episode. Uh, oh, yeah, because he, um, he asks if it's ready. Yeah, and they show it off a bit. Which, yeah, uh, this is... Interesting. They feed Shimmer to, uh, or well, I guess I should just say this drug to um, Rat, and the cat is about to to have itself a nice little meal, but then the reverse happens. The vision. The rat just goes straight, straight the for the bottle. Pukes up a rat. <laughs> Pretty rough, man. That poor cat, you know. Yeah. Like Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Where what where Tom is like the the victim of Jerry's <laughs> constant harassment? Yeah, that's yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, um, and I I do appreciate the theory because the, the the it doesn't go beyond this that that's Twitch in that uh cell now, which is a uh, well, oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it feels like uh, it does feel like that could be the case. There's no reason to think that Singe doesn't just work on that creature for a while, and uh, yeah. <laughs> it'll eventually become even other projects. a champ is, we is know Is it a piece love. of lore that... Is that, is that like, is, is Twitch a creature that's created by, Twitch like, Singe? Right. He's just a weird mutant sewer rat. Rat. <laughs> With a crossbow. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's... So, I, so I... Oh, he looks I'm, cool I'm curious. as fuck. All of the, the legends Theo... in League of Legends look cool. <laughs> Hey, I Theo, googled did the you... I googled the original Jinx designs. I I wasn't thrilled with them. I think they're fine. I just I way prefer how she looks I do prefer how, yeah. 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 Uh, I looked at, she was like, "Oh, I guess they improved her." Was my reaction when I saw her original she is, design. She is a lot more comedic in the game. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's straight like comedy kind of character. To the point where it's like did, a Harley that, Quinn type That's kind of how thing I would and... describe her in the show, to be fair. She's yeah. really funny. Yeah. yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. Um, but that's episode one. We did it. Yay! We, got we did it! We did it. I'm going to take all the credit for getting you guys to the end of episode one. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, thanks, Showing up in the last five minutes. Without you. <laughs> three hours. That's that was part one of a nine-part series. That's three. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess we That's should just reassuring. So, so hang on. At this rate, it will take us three faps. Yeah. Well, I think at this point, like we have gone over like a lot of the we'll animation. Das, I don't know that we'll get. Well, I mean, so. we get slower. Das is right. We've talked about animation. We've talked about a lot of production stuff. So it might well be that we just start getting hyper focused on plot. 
I still that's gonna take a while. There's just so much to say about every scene, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Same thing as though we've not got to like any of the payoffs yet. We've got we, yeah, we what we've yeah. covered is like the um we've covered the well, setup episode you know where not much really happens. We we will make a lot of progress if we stop talking about the amount of progress that we plan on making <laughs> and begin to progress. Nothing wrong Good with idea. talking Let's about go. the meta for a little bit, and it changes the pacing of the conversation, especially because we're just going to jump right. Like I, I it's I not that it's... I don't value the observations about the meta. It's just you know we've got to be time conscious. We're already going to be yeah. waxing out this EFAP, so there's, I don't think it's, it's fine. <laughs> what with if me. we what if we play us what if we play our stream on. 1.25 speed. There you go. Uh, well, yeah. I saw someone Just in chat everyone say, "Everyone talk faster." Um, I hope this releases on Blu-ray. I agree. I hope this EFAP episode comes out on Blu-ray. Uh, I don't yeah, know if they're epic. gonna do it. I'm gonna have to talk to the Blu-ray people, but yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. someone said EFAP like, episode three could be an EFAP of its own. It's like, yeah, what we get there. Uh, <laughs> oh, so anyway, the next episode, it opens with yeah. what is a neat little thing of, oh my, the alternate perspective of that initial explosion. Um, oh. We get to see the, the people who are actually trying to come into the room, which is... It's funny because I'm like, should I refer to them by name only when they've actually gotten their names? And I was like, well, I guess it doesn't matter, right? It's, die. Yeah, no, it's not a spoiler, it's just whatever. It's, um, it's Jace coming to his house with uh, a young Caitlyn. I suppose they're both technically, everyone's young, technically. Uh, younger, anyway. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, I'm not sure if... Young. I'm not sure if the idea Jace here is, is like that 17? they've come from... Um, I don't know how, how old he is exactly, but... I don't know if they're trying to imply they've come from Benzos. Um, and that's how quickly well, that, we don't, that clue don't was given. don't know that yet. No, I'm saying with what they're holding, I don't know if that's where they've come from or if they're coming from somewhere else. Oh, okay. Well, if you look I'm at all that crap, it would, does look like stuff that Benzos would hold. It does. That's why I was saying it would saying make more it sense be... that it takes more time, though, because like they had to. Oh, it like, totally makes get sense. The tip and then just for those two to take ages to get back home from the Undercity. They have no fucking clue, or rather, Jace, and that means Jace would have visited Caitlyn after going to the Undercity first, because he wouldn't take her there. I mean, like, it, I, I mean, it would take a while to get the tip and then plan the heist, and then actually I don't think do so. It. Like it. Really, the okay. the better evidence you, you would remember... be that Echo followed him home, which kind of cancels it out. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I think so. If if they knew where he lived, and then just after he visits the store, Echo tells them, and then they rush on the job knowing it was quick, that would work. But yeah, we know that um, the Echo followed him home to find out the location, so it can't be that they were just at Benzos. They must yeah. have just been somewhere else collecting shit. I don't know. I just I thought it would have been an interesting observation. Well, Jace um, has been out like buying some more shit. Apparently. Yeah, because he's obviously collecting yeah, what he can from wherever he can. Um, yeah, the explosion oh. knocks him delirious, and we get that as a sort of framing device for why uh, we're led into him having a bit of a flashback, or we're just seeing a part of his history. Um, but something that they add to this through his POV that I very much appreciated when I saw it is buy checks on him before she runs off. Mm -hmm. Make sure he's okay. Good girl. That uh, guy isn't dead, right? Yeah. Um, but then we get one of what are, I think, I want to say five uh, like fundamental flashbacks that serve very specific purposes for each of these characters that they're given to. He's in the middle of a crazy snowstorm blizzard thing, and nobody wants to be caught up in blizzard, you know? 
not these days. That's that's bad. Uh, yeah, one <laughs> IRL. And and it looks, looks about like that. Getting real bad. He's desperate. His his mum's knocked out, and um, I feel like I should hand this to Metal because he pointed it out in his stream, and now I feel like it'll be just just what's a detail about her hand, Metal? Oh yeah, you can see on Jay's mum's hand she has frostbite. I think it's three fingers. It's like two so, and a half or something. Or yeah. Two and a half, yeah. So you can, you can see this first because the first time I watched it, I thought it was just shading, uh, just just shadows or whatever. But later you see she has like stuff on her fingers, and then you go like, "Oh shit, that's what that was." Yeah, it's another example of like it's just it's not used in any overt way in any way. It's just a consistent element of of what happened to her in this blizzard and what's happened as a result. It's just neat. Uh, yeah, and point that out again when we see it, but. Um, someone turns up. Everyone's gonna want me to refer to him as Rise, so I will. Uh, Rise turns up because it's... He Is uses, that Rise? Probably. Yeah, it's gotta be. Um, I remember when I first asked Theo about it, and Theo was like, well, considering he uses his ulti, I would assume it's Rise. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Rise's <laughs> ulti in the game is he can teleport everyone in a big circle to another part of the map. Okay, yeah, fair enough, yeah. Um... To be fair, I thought he was Rise without even making that connection, and I'm starting to wonder why I thought that, because he doesn't quite look like him. And Rise doesn't use, like, a staff. At least I don't think he does, right? He has mm. a book, or is it different it's now? It's a book, as far as I know, yeah. He's probably, yeah. like, gone up from the staff after several years now, so... It's... Book better than staff, is what you're saying, yeah. Oh, sure? Yeah. Well, uh, he gets him out of there to a nice little place, and fucking hell, the visuals... Um, yeah, this is beautiful. one of the. There's a there's a bunch of surreal sequences in this show, that are just absurdly good. This was I think this was the, this was the exact point where I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? Like this isn't just competent storytelling. This is like visionary filmmaking. Like what the fuck is this? It looks so good. This is so good. I'm angry. Stop being, yeah, stop being I, so good. I'm offended. <laughs> this, is, this is the first time I was watching it. I literally said out loud, what the fuck? This is so good. Like, what? What? I was... And there's like, I, there's two more of these sequences too. They're, they're all very, very, very good. The, now people are like, it's not Rise. And then someone had the correct take. It's Rise until it's not Rise, okay? Like, <laughs> like he, motherfucker showed up and cast Realm Warp. He's covered well, in runes. Shut the fuck up. It's Rise. Well, I feel like <laughs> I the, it's not. The, an important thing to point out is that there are certain characters who don't, who we eventually going to meet, who don't quite look exactly yeah. as they do in the game. Not yeah. yet. Feels anyway. so powerful not giving a shit who rises right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, that's, I'm like, not yeah, I can move on. That. You know, um, well, so I was impressed with the visuals, but I didn't even say this to Free at the time because I just thought it was a bit too funny considering the tone. But uh, we'd watch Smiling Friends, and it m immediately <laughs> made me think about when God throws Charlie into the planet. Like this yeah. visual. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, well, uh, this is right. one of the match cuts, by the way. So gorgeous. Um, mm hmm. Yeah, you see, you see the planet cut into an eye, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, anyway, so the, the conclusion to make from this is that some guy used magic, and it made an enormous difference to Jace's life. Including, but not limited to, saving his, him and his lives. Um, yeah. So, 
Not to mention, he drops the stone right in little Jace's hand for safekeeping. Uh, Not even really safekeeping. But it's like, here you go, kid. Well, yeah. It's, almost, it's in response to the question of, like, what did you do, right? <laughs> it suggests, like, that's what you can do with this stuff. It does seem feel that way. There's like it's not only a, it, you could even argue it's like a reminder this did happen. Because mm -hmm. um, it seems like it's lost whatever power that had he, uh, when he gives it to him. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, a scene. They do this a lot in Arcane, and I appreciate it. They spend very little time, and it's 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 the version we talk about this before with like shitty writing, but it's the version of writing where the writer has something to tell you. And it's like, all right, what do you want to tell me? And it's like, well, Jace is invested in magic. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, that's what a lot of shows would do. But instead, it's this traumatic experience where he almost dies. This mysterious man does something incredible. And Jace is just looking at him fascinated. And I'm like, all right. And they really go out of their way with the visuals to convey how... <laughs> yeah, this was not a rush job. <laughs> like, like, I think... Here more than in a lot of places, it's very important because magic is fucking spectacular, and that's how Jace sees it, and he wants to use that because of how much good he has seen and experienced it. Don't and how much, yeah, how much it can yeah. help people. Um, I didn't even, so I didn't even notice this before. The moon comes over, covers the part of the planet, and then turns into a pupil. Yes. <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, we all had our say on it, but now Drink is here. Drink, what do you think of the intro? Really? Just that, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, just that little section that you get in every episode. So this yeah. here. Um, yeah, get... I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, I, I guess it's not really something I've spent a huge amount of time on. Well, I guess to be more pointed, what do you think of the visuals and what do you think of the music? Um, yeah, I mean, visually, it looks great as every aspect of the show does. It's obviously showing you a lot about the various characters. Um, the two sisters and stuff, and yeah, I don't remember the music so much. I don't know if I'm just blanking a little bit on this at the moment. Oh, we had a whole yeah, back and forth about it. You were probably a skipper it. like the rest Got of us. Passionate hatred for a lot of people, but also tolerance from a lot of people, and some people who I think like it a lot. I don't know, but uh, it was a point of contention. You, I was just curious what you thought, but apparently you didn't. Really I think, think it's one of those it. things where I kind of skip past the intro mm -hmm. with each episode just so I could get to the actual, you know, meat of the the, the episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's uh, fair enough. Um, and yeah, so episode two, we get a lot more Piltover than we did in episode one, and I assume that's very deliberate because it's time to introduce the other half of the characters in a sense. Um, mm. And yeah, so the explosion, and I can't remember, it could have been Metal, it's somebody I was watching it with, they were happy that the explosion's having consequences for him because, yes, you want to get the people who are responsible for it in the sense that they kind of made it happen, what the fuck are you up to in here that makes it so that the entire building can explode? Um, yeah. And so they have this inspection going on, and it's, it's just satisfying to see. The world respond realistically to events. It's like, hold happen. on a minute. Yeah. What's all this bullshit you've got? You don't have licenses for any of this. Yeah, and I think he says, like, oh, you know, science stuff. And then she's like, really? I don't really, like, hmm. <laughs> like, this is the, I don't you can explain this away with that. Uh... I love science. Uh, penthouses explode all the time. What are you talking about? And you, you clearly don't know science. We get, um, I think I mentioned this on the open bar, actually, but uh, 
she's obviously taking control of the situation, Grayson, but uh, there's, there's this snooty guy in the background who says, um, this isn't all approved. And then Victor, sorry, <laughs> Jace. <laughs> Whoops. Well, Second time in the stream. Spoilers. It's a, I'm sorry, <laughs> my brain is crap. Like, it just, it just connects. The, the, <laughs> That's not much of a spoiler, to be fair. I know. I was, I was hopefully going to do something else with it, but it's a bit late now. Anyway, the, um, he said, that guy says this isn't all approved, and Jace, who's like just frustrated that some guy is saying that, she's just like, who are you? He says, I'm assistant to the head of the academy. Um, which I think is a really neat way to avoid giving his name, because it makes sense. Uh, the guy is smart yeah, enough to recognize that Jace cares about his station, not literally his name. Yeah, I mean, mm. you don't, that's not the kind of... If, if, he, if he said, you know, oh, this is my name, Jace would go, well, okay, cool, but who are you? Well... Yeah, so, exactly. you know, if, like, if someone like if some if someone like if I if I if I got home and found like a guy in uh, overalls in my house, and I was like, oh, what? And it was, who are you? And he said, oh, my, I'm Steve. I'm like, okay. I feel like you've missed the spirit of the question. Yes, <laughs> but I I like that. It's um again. Track-wise, it, it wouldn't bother anybody, really. It's a perfectly normal answer to the question, but it does allow them to avoid him giving his name, at least for now. Uh, I'm curious, Theo, did you pick up who he was before he said his name? Uh, who? Well. Victor. <laughs> Victor. Oh, the accent gave it away straight away. That's fair. Um... I was more so, I think my brain didn't connect it at all because of the fact that he doesn't look anything like him. I was like, no. And then I was like, oh! Mm. Which I think was hopefully what they were gunning for. Yeah. He doesn't look like a robot or have his grabby hands yet or anything like that, so. Nothing wrong with his grabby hands. He doesn't hands. look like he looks in-game. True. Um, it's also the fact that he was talking to Jace because, of course, you know, th th their thing is their thing in the law. Yeah, at that point you'll be able to but, uh, that must have been really fun for you then, because like I got a couple fun surprises, but it sounds like you would have gotten all of them. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, they basically conclude you're gonna have to go to uh, prison, ready for the council to talk to you, because this not only was unsanctioned, but it was dangerous, which like that's the way it should be. And he's just staring at his what little jam um, prison. Go ahead. What I found kind of interesting was that, like, you know, when Vi and the gang ripped this dude off, the first thing I thought of was, like, oh, here we go, it's just going to be, he, we ripped off, ripped off from some rich guy who doesn't care about anything, so, hey, eh, you know, so we were just going to ignore it. But then second episode comes along, and they characterize the, quote, rich guy, and he's actually not just some douchebag that gets brushed off as a rich douchebag. So that was nice. It's a theme that carries over through the whole show, where no one is, you know, fundamentally just an asshole or evil or or even good. Like they all have like different sides to their characters, and like a lot of the assumptions that you make about a lot of these people aren't mm -hmm. borne and out once you once you learn more about them. Yeah, exactly. And that was kind of a concern I had at the start of the show. I had said like, oh, I th thought a lot of it was going to be sterilized, but it looks like uh, nope, nope. We are keeping things good and gray. I was definitely in the realm of nuanced. I was I was definitely in the realm of like that's that seems to be what we're going for. But it was episode three where I was like, yeah, that's it. That's definitely it. We're definitely doing that. 
Um, I, I love this wait. introduction to Heimerdinger. The shadow and the steps. They cast this this huge <laughs> person that's yeah. coming. And Jace even looks up <laughs> like, oh, what is this now? And then he just pops his head in from the side. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a fan of Heimerdinger in the game. So I was like, oh, yeah. there he is. Oh, there's a guy. They, the I, feel, I feel like they did a group. Did a great job with the voice acting as well. Because mm -hmm. yes. he sounds like the same from the game, but it's not the same guy. So that's <laughs> and I love how me. it's all like he's he's even kind of top heavy. I love how like he leans in and then he has to take several <laughs> corrective steps to the right to kind of balance his old big head out, and then he comes walking in. <laughs> it's like, oh well, there goes the intimidation factor. It's our boy Heimerdinger. Even the um See the the way the camera reacts to him. Um, it is yeah, as though the camera is expecting a big person. Mm -hmm. Like it, uh, <laughs> it's lined up the whole door and has to go down for him. Uh, yeah, he's adorable. Well, that's, that's almost um, that's that's got to be Chase's POV, really, that you're seeing there. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Not, I just think it's it's it adds to the scene. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just I'm saying you're you're seeing it from. Um, it, it's not necessarily where Chase's eyes are. But it's um, it's it's helping to capture how Jace feels in this situation, right? Yes, I, I've got to be honest. Like, not knowing anything about the game, like when I, this guy first made his entrance, I had a, a pretty uneasy feeling about where this show was going. Oh, just because <laughs> um, you worry about how just, far it might go with know, fantasy he, elements and stuff. Yeah, and just you know, obviously, visually, he looks a bit ridiculous. But then, you know, the the there more you, you get to know the character. Um, yeah, you would never think a guy like that with that kind of intro would then have like some really like pretty serious heavy scenes. Um, yes, but yeah, they do it remarkably well. Um, I think the first thing he says is something like, uh, "Curious, we uh, lock people up in cells physically, but their mind is free, or something like that." We imprison the body, but the mind is free. But yeah, um, which is just a fun quote to think about for the first thing you hear from this guy. Uh, yep. And he seems Little. very positive about this situation. And he says, like, mm -hmm. he comments on how he found Jace, how science is all about, like, improvement and the betterment, but also that uh, you don't want it to hurt people. Like, that's the point. Um, yeah. Which is always a possibility, so you gotta be careful. And uh, Jace is obviously depressed as hell right now, because he was on the verge of something, but he might lose it all. And Heimerdinger is just like, own your mistakes, admit your faults, don't mention magic, you'll probably only get a slap on the wrist. Very, very okay. optimistic about it. Um, but already with, with, with him, you're seeing these, like, expressions as well and you're just like sweet it's going into the weird alien characters as well mm. taking advantage very much so of his mustache his ears and his eyebrows yeah. um yeah, he is so expressive what the fuck is he by the way that's a yordle he's a yordle he's, oh he's, he's, that's a cute name <laughs> timo is a, a yordle as well right yes yes the yordle, uh, yes. the yordle i want to well, see is viper Jay. Okay, look up Timo. Just Google Timo. Timo is it T I M O? T E E M O. Look him up. He was in the show. Did you see him? Yeah. there was a reference to him in the show. Yeah. He was in a storybook. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's cool. Yeah. Captain Timo on. He's like a little scout. 
Yeah, he's fucking hated in the game, Timo. He's probably the most hated character in the game, yeah. Might be, yeah. Oh, not even close. Wait, who's the most hated now? Oh, there's there's people that are worse than Timo? Uh, shit looked. Let me go and find. What? What, Silas? The most hated character at the moment is Yumi. It's a cat. Fuck cat. Oh, Yumi, Crap. Oh, is that the, a support the thing you can yeah. put it on other characters? to you and goes untargetable and just yeah. provides passive buffs and has actives that heal and stuff, and you can't target or damage the cat while it's attached to someone. Ah. So it's fucking infuriating to play against. Because <laughs> it just goes and finds whoever's doing the best, sits on them, and makes them like impossible to deal with. That sounds like fun. That sounds like great game design. <laughs> like unanimously the most hated character in the game's history. <laughs> it's honestly like really impressive because there's some very hated characters in that game. A lot of people are saying Nar is uh, not Nar, sorry, uh uh, nah. you, uh Yasuo. I remember Yasuo being hated oh, quite a bit. Yeah, oh, Yasuo yeah. and now his brother Yone as well. Well it depends. <laughs> you hate you hate Yone? Yasuo when it's on your team because they're terrible and you hate him on the other team because they're like a fucking god. Like, <laughs> If their team had Yasuo mid, like just fucking pack it in. Go next. GG easy. Um I wanna bring up quickly uh the negative reaction to magic. I don't know if you're gonna go into that too much because they do it in the show. Yeah. Um I did uh, mention as part of his quote, he says, Don't mention magic. Um but yeah. obviously mm -hmm. that's more indicative. He I can't remember if it's this scene or if it's a bit later that we discover his reasoning for being so averse to magic, I think it's a bit later. Right? It's, I think it's a bit later. Yeah, I don't even think it's this episode. I feel like it's a bit later. I think it's so. Yeah. Um. So we see we move over back over to Vi and uh, our our team of kids who are currently laying low, as 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 Vander has told them to, while the enforcers do whatever the enforcers are gonna do. And uh, Vi is boxing with this machine, purpose built to, I guess, test and. Well, just do boxing with it and fucking hell, Reflexes the animation already. Look at yeah. this shit. I love the reactions you would have to have to be able to dodge this. Like, it would have knocked mm. me the fuck out within <laughs> yeah. like three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, that's what I heard. I, I didn't double check it, but apparently one of the animators did three years of boxing just to figure out how people would move. So they That's could animate awesome. it properly. Shit. I've heard a lot, <laughs> yeah. of, lot of compliments to her form. The quick version being yeah, it me too. resembles a particular style of boxing, but streetified. Um, mm -hmm. And so it really uh, is worth noting. Fight choreography in this whole show is just really good. Fantastic. It's it's actually amazing. <laughs> it's the and there's a lot of action in the show. So I I cut up a bunch of different like segments of, of stuff just to see and like I, I cut all the action together and it's about two hours of action it's like almost two hours which is a lot for a six hour show mm -hmm. i love the different uh points of view you get as well yeah um the, i know you guys have probably like spoken about this before like one of the things that jumped out i mean the, the very first like street fight that vi gets into like she kind of gets her ass beat like you see her properly yeah. take hits and and really get oh, yes. bruised and cut up and i was like wow i can't believe they actually had the balls to do this <laughs> some cool yeah well, that was exactly like, what we said it's, it was fucking brutal as you've slowed down is that they have a lot of the 2d animation effects of like motion lines and uh oh yeah uh integrated into the the movement 
there's lots of different 2D animation that really sells mini visuals. They do mini particles in 2D animation. Yeah. They do motion blur, light trails, you know, fire explosions, lightning. Eventually, in one of the fight scenes that we'll get to way later, it, early on or later on, it looks like they have a lot of fun in that fight scene. The 2D animators, they just go all out. Look at oh, yes. Look at this bit. Just and keep an eye on your eyes doing those micro movements. Mm -hmm. the super living uh as a shot and yeah just super intense as well um also the quick flashes we get of this leaderboard in which she's got all the top scores except for two from clagger <laughs> so just the the this is what i'm saying is like it's it's a splendor to look at but it's also telling you something um pretty clearly and you've got on one of the main point scoring sort of elements uh it seems that Powder has drawn a more monstified version of uh, Milo as the target. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> kind of interesting. Well, is this skipping ahead to talk about? Yes. Okay, I won't say anything. Milo just picked his nose. Yeah, so this is another just great scene to give us a lot of information while justifying it in terms of why they, they, they're all doing this. They're just doing their thing now because they got to wait. Um, with uh, Vi obviously doing the boxing really talentedly. And then Milo complaining that their little um, sort of arcade shooting game is like, he, he could be playing it except uh, Powder keeps fucking with it. Um, which is probably just commentary on the fact that she's super interested in tooling around with all different gadgets and stuff, but also improving it mm -hmm. I imagine each time. Um, kind of took it via using the boxing machine as well. It's like she's got all this like nervous energy in her that she's trying to expel. You know, that mm -hmm. like she's on edge about everything that's happened. And it's just like her way of dealing with it. Absolutely, yeah. And if uh, someone has space, she lights up the oh, yeah. thing. Very excited. And, and um, if you look at the, the drawing she's got on there as well, very animated and pointed mm. monstery, but. Uh, yeah, the uh, and again, just look at it. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh, colors. Milo um, the fucking dick holds the gun sideways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and he basically, I think he misses basically all of his shots, right? Yeah. Like fucking yeah. all of it. Um, and it becomes clear pretty quickly. The reason Powder's so excited is because this is the one thing that she can annihilate Milo in. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. She's a good shot with a pistol. Um, that little reaction after foreshadowing. Well, and I, I'll say it. I feel like you gotta fit in the criticisms wherever we can. I think it, it's a little silly that she she hits every single it's a shot. Bit much. Yeah, I was about to mention that too. I think it would have been really cooler if she like, missed, wait, uh, let's say, thirty percent of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's really fucking good. I. Uh, I. <laughs> and then you get this little expression that uh, again. These these little touches, they're so awesome. They feel like real human expressions. It's like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Get fucked. Um, yeah, it's all done really quickly. Um, and it's just telling us stuff, putting putting things in your brain. Like even though she like she still goes off to like sulk on something else, she's still displeased by Milo. Then they realize yeah, he keeps laying into her. 
they realize that just outside, some people are getting interrogated as to whether or not they know anything about the explosion. And uh, the, the guy spits on Marcus's shoe. And so I think at first we're supposed to believe like, oh no, there's tension brewing. But then this happens. Uh, yeah. I, like, I quite like that as well. This gets thrown through the window. It's like, oh shit. Um, and Very Marcus of you. That having happened <laughs> yeah. makes the enforcers aware of these kids, and then uh, and, mm -hmm. and just like I wasn't very impressed by that. I was like, oh, yeah. how unfortunate. Um, but okay, see how it goes. Um, Vi quickly realizes that them being searched is bad because uh, Powder still got those uh, gems on her. Um, and yeah. so, but then Milo doesn't know that he's like, you can search me. We got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but obviously, uh, it does a, I think, yeah, I think she signals Clagger to turn the lights off, and then she throws um, part of the machine that had Milo's face on it at the Enforcer, which is a fun yeah. joke because uh, Milo tries to get in cover and use the little <laughs> little pistoly thing first, and they just have this. Uh, I'll try to show it now. Yeah, their reaction, dude, <laughs> just like, uh, the fuck? like here he goes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's beautiful just because of how hulking and buff they look and they're just, they're just sitting there like the why did you even try that oh, stupid fucking child but then they he did get... hit though so that was cool he actually hit something so there you go but then he gets knocked the fuck out by uh, Vi throwing the thing which is awesome um and so they start running and possibly one of the fucking weirdest moments in the whole show for me in terms of cause and effect they're running away and they realize that behind they're being chased, and in front they're being chased. Um, Echo is just there. Yeah. And it's just like, wait, what? And he lowers a ladder for them in the exact place they are. It's not a ladder that he got and put there. It's a ladder that's, like, set. It's... Um... I was just like, Jesus Christ, holy convenience, Batman. What the fuck? <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, uh... Uh... Yeah, because it's like a built-in ladder, if you know what I mean by that. And they're standing right next to it. It's just like, oh. And to be honest with you, since it's so close to this place they hang out all the time, you would have thought Vi would know about it. Um, yeah, actually. If yeah, Echo knows, she um, it's, it's all It's all very close, but they just escape. And I think we could all argue, I think this is here to just make a tension scene for a moment. You know, like it's because it's, it's mm. not going to tie. But I think, well, this this things you can draw out of it that are important for character. I just mean like why have an action scene right now when you don't have to? And it's like I think it's just to, to stimulate the audience's thing. But big thing Marcus that I take from it, yeah, gun. this is this is a huge important detail. Marcus pulls a gun on the kids. Yeah, uh, I think it's clear that he gets pretty desperate, but um, doesn't have the doesn't have the yeah. shot to take. What we can tell, he hates the crap out of the Undercity. It seems. Definitely. I, to the point where he'll shoot kids. So I think the reason the scene is there is because in, in like the in the meta plot, the most important thing that's going on is the tension between the enforcers and like trying to solve the explodey mystery. But there isn't really that much that needs to happen between like the end of episode one and the end of episode two. So I think they just kind of needed to make it more present in the audience's mind that yeah, this is still going on. I mean, that, that's what I assumed. Anyway. I assume, the thing is, I think that's achieved by having the kids watching people getting beaten for information and stuff. 
Um, having them get chased yeah. and, and all that, I, I think, is a little bit unnecessary, more so an indication that they were like, we, it would be useful to have an action scene here. Um, so someone in chat yeah. said, you're really stretching this, Mola. It's like, what? I, I, I just don't think... This again? <laughs> Jesus. It's a television a show with a lot to talk about. I don't, like, I Not think this mention... is interesting that um they... Wait, I don't, what is stretching it? I, I, to be fair, I don't actually know. They could be... <laughs> they could be talking about how it's not actually a flaw, but I think it's a bit too convenient. Oh, by the way, Mahler, here's yeah. one of the like very obvious match cuts. If you go back like ten frames, <laughs> I suppose it's a nice comparison as well of like a, a structure like that in the Undercity versus. Oh yeah, Undercity. I see. I didn't even realize those. Yeah, I only noticed it because I was doing all this editing in After Effects. I'd be like, oh, hmm. And it, it just keeps happening. There's like five or six that are that blatant. That's pretty cool. <laughs> those are new here, and I'm like, I don't even know if that's fair this time around. We're, like, <laughs> we're barely past an episode. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, 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 you know, we're getting there. So yes, uh, this is the, um, the symbol for the council chambers, I think, right? Oh yep. no, sorry, it's yep. the it's the no, Noxus the symbol, symbol. For uh, Noxus. The symbol of Medada yeah. family. Yes. And uh I think she says eh. I don't know what you think of this dialogue exactly, but it's definitely trying to get an idea straight away. Someone just announces, You are the richest person in Piltover and she says, Get the poorest Medada. <laughs> like that sums her up pretty quickly in terms of a motivation. Um mm -hmm. and then she says, We need I something to put us on the map. This entire scene annoyed me the first time I watched it, and like by my fifth watch, I was like, "No, actually, like everything that happens here is fine." I was actually going to make that point. I think it comes across as a little clunkier before you understand fully that this is on her mind at all times, um, mm. and that yeah. it makes sense that her her little helper would want to tell her, like, the good news: you are the richest person in Piltover. And then we get immediately, it's like, that's not really important to her. It's about what she means to her family. Yeah. Um, Always compared against something else. A different mm -hmm. state. And she's toying with some uh, devices, and she says, like, is there any anything happening in this city that comes close to innovation? And then she says, well, someone fucking exploded uh, their <laughs> apartment recently with some weird devices or whatever, and he's on trial this afternoon or something like that. And she's like, oh... You know, look into that, and she picks up a children's puzzle device. The guy is like, "You don't want that," and she's like, "Oh yes, it's perfect." It's a children's toy. What the fuck? Um, I guess b before, because I, 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 Mel's design is like fantastic. I, I was, I yeah, I, I pointed that out when I was um, talking to someone. I was like, "Her, it's so good." It, it may well be. I don't know if I want to say favorite quite yet, but it's one of my favorite character designs in the whole show. It's it it's it's pretty wonderful. She's one of my favorite character designs in any show. <laughs> her, her character design is incredibly good. The gold integration into the the color scheme. It's it's, mm. it's so fucking good. She does look pretty damn cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Um. Yeah. Uh, we get our reintroduction, or I guess it's, it's, it's an introduction because we haven't we've seen her, but we haven't heard anything from her yet. Uh, to Caitlin Kiriman, right? Kiriman, yeah. And I like the way that they do it. 
they show a painting of the family and then they zoom in to the the subjects of this the, the painting as they talk and um i just i don't know I, I see it as more representative of their uh how prideful and important they consider themselves and then she's sitting there as a little girl with a gun which is a nice yeah. little juxtaposition i suppose in a sense um yeah, I think they're talking about um, you know the fate of Jace. Jace. Yeah, yeah, they're talking about Jace because they're they're his patron. Yeah, she intends. So Caitlin's mum is on the council, and she intends to defend him at least somewhat because they've been patrons of his some time. Um, and then we find out tensions are rising in in the last drop. In the city. Obviously, after what we just saw with uh, the kids. Uh, we're getting a little tired of enforcers beating everybody around to get information they want when it wasn't anybody's fault down here. You know, like, it wasn't them specifically, it was someone else, blah blah blah, so like, they shouldn't be able to do this. Banda's trying to keep them all calm. They did, which is way too harsh for spit, IMO. Um, and that seems, it's just, yeah, the, the violence is getting a little bit more out of control. Um, Banda's trying to chill them out, but there's this, there's a lady who's like, you, uh, I think she, she implies he's afraid, and he says, do I look afraid? And she says, you look weak. Um, mm. this lady's name is Savika. Yeah. Wait, is, isn't that one of the coolest names ever, up. Savika? And, uh, Savika is a cool name. I like it, yeah. Uh, and I wonder when she's gonna get added to the game. She's gotta be. She would be my first pick for people with potential to be added. Well, I think yeah, there's no I way think... she doesn't make it in at some point. Yeah. Especially given that seems to have gotten a really good response. Then again, basically all the characters in this show everybody <laughs> likes, so... Um, there's one exception. Very nice little contrast with there's the one first oh, episode. What's, the what's thing Vanda sorts out with uh, the bartender and stuff, uh, where the people ease off like relatively easily without needing much threat from Vanda, and then the Tavika, like... She doesn't give a shit, really. That's right, really, yeah. All up in her personal space. I would argue, yeah, that this is supposed to represent a form of a change. He, we've seen him yeah. dissolve problems, and when he spoke to Grayson, it seemed like that's his really good at it, but uh, it doesn't work this time. Uh, Savika this leaves with her people. So yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a problem. It's a problem. Very much so. Um, and... Uh, what I found interesting as well, I can't remember which watch through I was say subsequent is that watching this unfold, it's not worrying any of our kid team. In fact, Powder says, "Oh come on, like the four of us could take on the enforcers. The Undercity could like yeah. nail them." It's just like, damn, nobody's really seeing like how this is gonna, what can happen as a result of this. Instead, we're we're very much like egged on to do it. Um, and there is. Uh, Echo looking incredibly suspicious, like he's holding on to some kind of secret. And I want to highlight another expression here. Uh, Powder walks off, and Vi is about to, but she catches him doing that look in the corner of her eye. So she takes a look, and then Powder just pokes out from the side. Uh, <laughs> so check this out. Like. Those eyes on Vi, they're really suspicious, and then, hello, I'm also here. <laughs> um, but yeah, Echo tells them that 
he watched what happened. There's a deal. There's a nature of the deal, and that um, with that information, then what's what's gonna happen next? Who knows? Um, but we'll cut back to that. We got other scenes to do first, which is more scenes. I thought we did all of them now. It's um weird guy who's one of the council's the birthday. Guy. Um, he's quite. <laughs> Interestingly designed as well. Oh shit! I'm gonna counsel him. <laughs> um, and yeah, he gets given that gift by Mel, and he's like fascinated by it. We'll come back to that eventually. Sharpest of minds. And one of the other counselors eating nuts. He's just like, "I got you this for your birthday." And he's like, "I'm fucking allergic." I got you nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it tells you a little bit. Like it, it, it's. Mostly a gag, but it does tell you a little bit about the whole favor currying thing going on here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. and how they don't actually care about each other. Yeah. They're just doing it so they it's can have more leverage. It's already shown yeah. that uh, Mel is better at it than that guy, for example. Mm hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, another thing I love about this is when Jace is entering the room, they're all like, right, here we go. But Heimerding is excited to see him. Just happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder what that tells us about Heimerdinger compared to the rest of the counselors. I wonder. Mm -hmm. I just, I really like Heimerdinger. I I love Heimerdinger. <laughs> He's such a great little addition to the like. Just having him there, it's 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 so wholesome. Yeah, yeah I, the thing of it was like having never seen the games or anything like that. I just I liked him from the very moment that he set foot in that cell and then left. He didn't say way too much, but he was always a very upbeat personality, and he wasn't like always too over scolding. He was reassuring. And he was a comforting little dude. And he's just I liked him from the very start, and he 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 keeps going throughout. Doesn't seem like he has the ability to be two faced. Ah, um, yeah. no, no. Absolutely not. No. What I uh, what he I is, like. As honest as they come. What I like about this scene is that they have a problem to solve as a writer team. That is, we've got to get Jace to talk about the magic, even though he's explicitly been told not to, and probably believes in that advice. So how do we do it? And it's like, well, they have him say, "I'm sorry," standard. Then you have um, German uh, confirming that he's a good guy, and then him her saying that. Prompts a response. He destroyed a fucking building. Well, he's he's, he's a good guy. And then Heimerdinger, to counter that, <laughs> says, "Well, you know, a lot of things get broken in science. That's how it works." And then they go, "Well, yes, but you usually make something. Did you make anything?" And it's just like, "Well, no." no. <laughs> and then she goes, "So it was meaningless then?" And he's like, "No, it's not fucking meaningless. I'm trying to crack magic." It's like, yeah, he's ah. having his work derived. And then Timerdinger's like, you motherfucker. Well, I just tell you? Uh, I feel like it's, it's like the core disconnect between like a scientist and somebody who doesn't really understand. Like, it's a process. You're mm. working at things, you're working at new problems. You don't necessarily know where you're going with it. That's what, the process. That guy doesn't care. What I was trying to highlight specifically, though, was just that they managed to get him to say, I'm making magic without it being arbitrary and, 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 causing trouble mm. for him he says it defensively yeah, well, he's, he's, he's pushed yeah yeah he's pushed isn't he and you know it's enough to stir his pride and, and his ambition for what he's trying to accomplish and you really feel his frustration in that he's, moment he's passionate about magic that's for sure yeah. and we know why mm. we know why yeah and the moment you call his shit worthless it's like nah dude i was about to make a huge ass breakthrough here what well, ain't worthless to him 
It's yeah. really not worthless well, yeah, to him at all. How infinitely frustrating that he had it under control, but some idiots broke into his house and blew it up. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So of course he's just he's just mad at this entire scenario, especially with the repercussions of it. Um, you could say he's coping and seething. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so the scene takes an interesting turn when he starts advocating for the importance of his project and how magic can be used to benefit Piltover and the one that he's cut off by is Heimerdinger, shouting enough at him. Uh, Heimerdinger is very severe. Yeah, he's, the rest of them are outclassed in this portion of the conversation by Heimerdinger's frustration, which is, he says that um, it's magic corrupts, consumes, and lays waste to civilizations. Uh, and Heimerdinger is a hater. He is. It's a nice change. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. whimsical attitude. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, do not fuck it? with this shit. <laughs> well, yeah. I feel like that's, uh, that might be worth go- I think it is just a strong sign of good character writing when you establish a character to have a certain temperament, and then you suddenly change that, uh, with the mention of a specific topic. It's just immediately gonna communicate to basically everybody, oh! Oh, like, you know, it's kind of the thing of, right, when someone defies an expectation that's been set, you pay more attention. <laughs> Look at his face. Sorry. That is anger right there. <laughs> Serious dinger. It, it, it is anger. He's got his little fist clenched. Yeah, that's, that's as angry as this kind, gentle soul can, uh, can get. Yeah, and when a kind, gentle soul gets angry, everybody pays attention. Exactly. It's, it's, it's the whole thing of the, the character who, man, a few words, when he does speak, you pay attention. Mm -hmm. Just set an expectation when you breach it, just calls attention to that. And we don't know why at the moment. He, I mean, he gives his reasons why, but we don't, we don't, we don't fully understand it. I find him part. frustrating because he has a habit of saying, this is bad, don't do it, but doesn't elaborate at all. He absolutely elaborates. <laughs> what do you mean? So this, this scene, he says that the danger of magic ultimately leads to civilizations being completely raised. Um... And then in later scenes, because I don't think this is a spoiler, he just says, like, uncontrolled and untested science, whether it relates to magic or yeah. not, is dangerous. Which is true. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, true. We know it's, true. <laughs> it's also worth pointing out that I, like, there's a, there's a plot line, we don't need to go into too much detail, but it has to do with science and magic, right? Yes. And I don't think the magic is ever really understood. Like it, it's it doesn't seem to be an element that's completely under control, even when they create technology that it is more controlled. But I, I don't think they understand exactly how it works. I, I so guess like, it's got a point. Go into this a little bit more now. Uh, in the League of Legends universe, uh, in Rune Terra, magic is fucked up. Magic has nearly destroyed the world like multiple times. Yeah, several, and not to like, mention at least one city-state, like, completely bans magic and is intensely afraid of magic because this shit, you don't fuck around with magic, essentially. Well, it, yeah. in, in this universe, it is playing with fire, basically. Well, yeah. look at the image we're showing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, the, the closest analogy seems to be um, nuclear technology, right? Um, yeah. I think I think you could say so, yeah. It is the idea of when you are tapping, like, science is, you sort of you're exploring sort of underlying parts of reality. Um, or, uh, the, the, I guess the 
damn, I am explaining this very badly. <laughs> Someone else do the shot. It's just the examples that were uh, that were brought up. It's it's nearly destroyed the like the world multiple times. Yep, um, nukes have done that, and it's um, well, it's not got to the stage where actual damage has been done, but we've been very close to the uh, brink of nuclear. No, I can't actually say the word nuclear nuclear annihilation. Nuclear annihilation. Uh, it was like a button press away, and it's like two guys' decisions save the world on like occasion, right? Yeah. Uh, so we've and got there are city states that ban it in its entirety, right? That's yeah. Demacia. There's, yeah. there's tons of stories no like this. If you're a mage, you're taken away. Yeah. There's, so there's stories like, like this. Sorry. Oh no. Uh, well, it was saying that like so they've got several several different points in which magic fucked up everything. And Heimerdinger's over here talking about how so few can actually wield the damn thing in the first place. So they just don't have a whole lot of, you know, test beds for this, for good mm -hmm. examples. So obviously everybody's freaked out. I think, yeah, there's a quote yeah. later uh, that Piltover was created to escape the rune wars or the magic wars or something. Yeah, the rune wars are the conflict that really fucked the world. Which I imagine we'll get more on as the show goes on, because uh, they they don't give us a lot of detail about in season one. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so after that, obviously, the leverage uh, Jace had pretty much gone, and so his mum pleads for his life, uh, and to be instead of banished from like Piltover entirely, to just be sequestered to his family and to work on their like business and to just and not be allowed. Don't to be pursue a... magic, lions, right. anymore. Um, and yeah, that's that's uh, they vote in favor of that. He is never to set foot on Academy of Grounds ever again, um, which is some dun, of the worst dun, dun. news he could possibly have. Well, this is his I life's mean, work. From his POV, might that actually be worse than just exile? Like, mm -hmm. you know, you it's, can it's stay here, but to... you can't do your life's work. It's like, man, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's cool. Nice. Cool. Yeah, it, it's it, it's close to Jamie Lannister losing his hand, just a little bit less permanent, but yeah, it's a, of a similar also, magnitude. People are mentioning in chat because it was the point that Metal brought up about the frostbite that uh, his mom's fingers. That right. Them are, yep. uh, uh, yeah. Get a shot of that. Sick. That's so great in terms of just the little touches. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh man, my birthday is over. Oh, yeah, oh I didn't notice that. That is oh, so birthday. based. Yeah, that, that is based. <laughs> that is based. <laughs> it's really good. It's a really good detail. They just use just. It's like it's like I said. If you don't, if this is monitor two, uh, content for you, you're gonna miss so much. That's why yeah, we keep watched... pausing so often to comment on so well, many mean, little visual details. Look how much praise we've delivered. We've not even gotten to the good ones, according really to like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I personally think episode one's probably the weakest episode, and that's not. I mean, it's still good. <laughs> it's just well, not it's, as good. It's slow boiling right now. That's We're what's going on here. It's a slow boiling. Yeah. Also, it's it's, it's worth noting too. Mel gives the glare over to the guy she just gave a toy to, which shows that her sway over many of the council members is in effect. So a lot of what she decides will influence a lot of other people's decisions. Yeah. So I love the glare yeah. that she makes over to bearded man. She saved him, Something... um, if you notice, because she turned it from a 3-4 to a 4-3 mm -hmm. by giving yeah. that glare. Something, something that's worth pointing out is that 
a lot of the council stuff didn't make sense to me the first time through. And some of it I was convinced was just like bad writing. And after watching the series two, three times, all of it makes sense. But I think it could make a bit it could make a bit more sense on first watch through. I, I don't think everything is communicated super clearly necessarily. I, I wonder if you guys agree with that. Well, no, I think there's just, just a lot stuff. that's easy to miss. A lot of it is explained, but you really do have to be paying a little closer attention because they're not going to just explicitly tell you what's going on. You can miss things, and that's not really poor writing. It's just subtle, more subtle than we're used to. Um, like, there is a distinction between like miss stuff, stuff that you can miss because it's subtle and stuff that you can miss that because it was just not communicated effectively and, and it should be communicated to an audience more clearly, right? There is a distinction there. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's a blurry line, I think. Yeah. Um but yeah, I like that uh they're each raising their hands pretty sternly, but Heimerdinger raises it with like a smiling face. Like this is a good repercussion. This is a good choice. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, then we move over to uh Marcus has been called to meet with Silco. Uh Silco? This is the first scene again. Well, it's the second scene with Silco, but we're just getting more lines from him. He has a lot of good lines. Says to, to Marcus, you carry your chin so high, you fail to see the opportunities below. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a really Yeah, line. that's a great line. Um, he's got loads of... They just cut straight to whatever point he's making and uh, dressing down other characters. Silco is overrated. You can get banned for things like that. You gotta be careful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotta be careful. Oh, no. oh it's you. <laughs> See, you're pushing. <laughs> you push Marla with a with a single sentence. That's good character writing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, then we cut back to Jace, basically like head as low as it can be in his room, and I. I think the scene opens with a shot of like a, a photo of um, him and his dad with a hammer, or it's one of the shots anyway. But it's just like it, it's a, it's nothing. Well, it, it's something to consider as a as a watcher of the show. But people who are already fans of the game be like, "Oh, little Jace hold the hammer." Don't you know? I grew up <laughs> surrounded by hammer. Yeah, the hammer. I can't believe he hasn't said that by now. It's such a fail. No, I know he should say it because if he do if he doesn't say it, how do I know it? You know? Yeah. What I have to look at the screen <laughs> and figure things out on my own. I don't want to look at the screen. I'm playing a video game. That's right. I have to wait I'm for the League of Legends it right to me now. Is uh, is this the scene where he scolds his mom? Well, um, I was. I I, think... It's one of the things I forgot to mention. Um, her defense of him is that he's basically out of his mind. Um, yeah, yeah. Which sucks for him because he's not at all, and he has to be saved by his family saying he's crazy. Um, which sucks obviously fucks with his mind and even he appeals to her it's like magic saved your life like i know mm -hmm. but it's not gonna save yours now i i just feel like this is a particularly brutal scene of him like telling his mom off yeah it really sucks to see yeah obviously but she's just trying it. to save him yeah mm. this, is, this is one of those circumstances where I don't think either character is necessarily wrong, but it's perfectly understandable why there's this like massive tension. They're both well informed in their motives. And yeah, and I think what they want. Yeah, he says, um, "If my own family won't help me, I'll find someone who will." Damn, dude. Yeah, which is just like Jesus Christ. What the fuck. Again, from her POV, she just saved his life. Um, and yeah. what's interesting is he says something like that, 
Who do we see next? Victor. <laughs> and Heimerdinger. Um, uh, fuck you, Heimerdinger. <laughs> they're packing away all of uh, what remains of Jace's research to be destroyed tomorrow. Um, and Victor is just like picking up pieces of it. And he's like, this is actually, this, this could work. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, and then Heimerdinger's like, yeah, well, it's just fucking unstable. Someone would have to, like, really refine it. And then he's like, why don't you do it? And he's like, me? The fuck? Like, why would I do that? <laughs> um, yeah, and he says, no, 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 magic is far too dangerous in the wrong hands. Uh, which wouldn't yeah, be enough to deter... I was just going to say quickly, that wouldn't deter someone like Victor or Jace, because as far as they're concerned, they are the right hands. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for Heimerdinger's perspective, like, the more likely it is to work, the more justified it is in being destroyed. And they don't and he even... seems so sure of himself, so clearly he's been around, you know, like, Jason you know, given his little beard for how long. Jason and Victor don't have that context, that they haven't seen firsthand what magic can do. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's almost like... This is, this is kind of a, a theme throughout this show isn't it like you could the, say that the older generation are the ones who have mm. made the mistakes and are con are always trying to rein in the younger generation to try and caution them you know don't make the same mistakes that we did and yeah, the, the younger sure ones are always that. the the idealistic ones the ones that think they can fix everything the ones that think they can succeed where the previous generation failed and obviously you learn that they don't I wouldn't be surprised if um, every warning Heimerdinger gives in, in these episodes is going to be very relevant as the seasons go on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it already kind of is, right? I mean, there's a particular kind of. scene that's pretty brutal. Um, Give it time. Then we move back over to Silco, and he's like, they're looking at some big fishies. He's like, beautiful, aren't they? Yet no one knows they exist. Which... Can very much be interpreted, mm. and then especially with the response, which is they're monsters. There's a monster inside us all. His name is Derek. Yes, his name is Derek. Herself. Um, and he's trying to convince Deckard to take this potion, and he's like, "Nah, man." And I think he says at one point, "It'll kill me" or something like that. And he says, um, "Real power doesn't come to those who are strongest, fastest, or smartest. It comes to those who will do anything to achieve." Uh, definitely getting Jeez, inside uh, Silco's head a little bit. Yeah, not to mention he ain't just talking about the purple stuff. Um, so the last we saw of uh, oh well, he, and he takes the the, the thing at that point, Deckard. So suppose we'll see of what comes of that. But coming back to Jace, when he said he was going to go and find someone who will help him, he ends up at Caitlin's house, and uh, he's basically banned. Um, he manages to talk to Caitlin briefly, and she says, like, what are you going to do? And he says, I guess I'll join the hammer business. He says, you can't do that. He just looks <laughs> down and says, no, I can't. And uh, when the mum comes out, he's just like, I just want to explain what's, what's happening, and she's just like, get the fuck out. Um, uh, you, you did enough or something along those lines. Like, ah. Uh. So it's fair to assume really running out of options. Uh, because not only is his career dead, but his reputation is probably dead now too, to the point where he's not even allowed to speak to um, the counselor or her daughter. And it's raining. Ew. Raining. Fuck. It's rain. 
it's one of them class things again where the societies that Piltover is modelled after, the sort of, I guess, mm. pseudo-Victorian almost, they're very, very concerned with appearance. So now that now that he's tangled with this shit, no, no one's ever going to touch him again. <laughs> no one's going anywhere near him because he's the guy that was trying to do magic. He's the crazy guy. Yep. Um... <laughs> This was this was a very uh, has been already a very bizarre way to approach talking about a subject. So I don't blame the fact that Drinker will now have to go. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am sorry. I wish I could stay longer, especially because like you're you're getting to the the good bits now. The best but, one. Uh, oh yes. I know. Damn it. Everyone's excited. Uh, about yeah, it's that. all right. If I, I'll come back in tomorrow morning when I when I get up and when uh, we're you still guys at it. Still be going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no worries. <laughs> probably reached episode three by then. Well, yep, uh, yep. the awkward thing totally. is, like, I would say, like, well, do you want to get anything out you want to say about this show now? And I was like, well, it's probably going to be stuff that I'll want to talk about in about eight hours from now. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, uh... Yeah, I won't, I won't spoil anything, but, uh, yeah. If you'd rather, because, like, I was going to say, people are going to want to hear what you think of Arcane in maybe a little bit more detail in the video. So if you want to do a stream about it, I'll happily join you. If you want to do a quicker conversation regarding, like, the characters or the main plotline and stuff. I think we could do that. Um, I mean, we, we're going to be doing a, a bit of a stream tomorrow night anyway, so I don't know if we could segue into that at some point. Yeah, we'll maybe. work something yeah. out anyway. Absolutely. Well, thank you anyway for, for joining us, and um, I'm glad we could talk about something that we really like. We do it every once in a while, and it's... See, we do like things. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it. cheers, guys. Go away now. Go away now. Later on, dude. Man, there's only eight of us. Do you think we'll be able to do it? <sighs> I don't know, man. No, eight brains. One of us per one of us oh. per hour, I believe. That's probably worth mentioning, actually. Uh, people like what the fuck Rags hasn't said anything. He's currently dealing with something. I, I'm not sure what, but we can't guarantee how much he will be saying. I'm afraid. Uh, you're in there. You may see a certain doggo. Where is Rags? Is he safe? Is he all right? He's the truth. <laughs> Anyway, uh, moving on, we get to see a scene where all the councillors are appealing to the, um, uh, the the current sheriff plus her like right hand man being Grayson and Marcus, and there's this wonderful little bit where Grayson sort of introduces the problem, which is we still haven't found the thing, and then the councillors are like, "Fucking fix it, do whatever you have to do, you losers," and you can tell Marcus is getting more and more frustrated with Grayson's answers, so he says like. Um, Oh, we'll fucking tear the place apart. We'll turn it upside down. We'll find him. And it shocks Grayson, uh, obviously expression-wise. And then as she gives her answer, she, like, moves to sort of be in front of of, of him and counter what he's saying, which I think, he, like he says, he's going to, like, turn it upside down. But then she says, we've conducted several investigations, frozen half of their commerce uh, with respect. Have we not pushed them hard enough? Like, the two different mindsets being so clearly illustrated. Yeah. Yeah. De-escalation versus escalation. Yeah. Um, and of course, I think she's described him earlier as ha being someone who uh, is like green or needing to just is just is young, foolish and stuff. But um, the techno union leader. Does anyone <laughs> get that? No, I figure Theo is probably the only one that's going to get that. <laughs> the, uh, he uh, he like demands a more like a, a, a fist of to, to be done, and, and Marcus is clearly inspired by what he says. Like, yeah, that's the correct approach. Couple What's people in chat get it. 
What did you say? Theo, sorry? what's his name? Rob, what's his name? What's Rob's name? Yeah, does he <laughs> have a name or is he just a side? He's techno like union his... man. Techno union. That's it. That's that's just it. All right, that that's fine. I'm gonna yeah. call him Rob though. I don't really, I don't oh. really know what his deal is. Okay, <laughs> well, I just wasn't sure if maybe he was a character that I wasn't privy to because I'm not a league no, player. So I, I don't, yeah, I'm just going to call him Rob. I don't know, what's, I don't cool know what's going on with him. Other than um, I love the says. design, but uh, so Techno Union is, oh, is a faction you? in the prequels, and there's a robot man who this reminds me of who leads them. Uh, that's all I got for him. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my insight on this character. I, I call him 3 Rob, like, Rob the robot from like fucking Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Mahler, we also skipped a scene that's actually kind of important, in my opinion. The, oh, the thing. did we now? Which one? Uh, basically, Jace walks up to the Kiriman estate. Oh, yes, we Caitlin's didn't talk about outside. that. Wait, wait. We definitely did not talk about that. Go ahead. What did you think of it? <laughs> Wait, did we did we talk about that? Yeah, we talked I, about that. Am I stroking out? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we we basically said like, yeah, now now he can't even talk to her friend, but to his friend Caitlin because his mom's like, fuck you, get him out of here. Yeah, Theo talked about so, how it's, yeah. a, it's a representation of the class divide and how reputation is very important in Piltover. Yeah, so we, we said all kinds of things. You fuck. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't say what I was going to say, so I can I can say that anyway. Um, the, so Caitlin's like. Probably Caitlyn's main motivation or arc or whatever is sort of trying to resist nepotism and become her own person, and a lot of yeah, that is fool. resisting the. We influence. don't know anything about Caitlyn right now. Well, I, that's what that's what I, that's why I'm saying it is because this is the first time it's you start to see it established. This time she caves, but in the future she fights back stronger and stronger as things go on. We're sort not of the, in the future yet. We're in the present. Yeah. So uh, just sure. for FYI, <laughs> the idea of the way we're trying to do it, I don't care hugely. It's just I think beneficial. So you'd be like, it seems like. Caitlyn gives in to the instruction despite the fact that she's invested in Jace. Uh, but she oh, seemed hesitant at the time, which is interesting. Um, sure, my bad. Okay, it's one more time and I'll boot <laughs> you. That's the way that we do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we skipped a scene. No, I'm just <laughs> I was going to say, when you said it, I was like, really? I'm going through just chronologically. <laughs> it's going to be hard for me to miss one. But uh, Yeah, so uh, Marcus... Yeah. Has been inspired by that little, little scene. Goes straight to the last drop and inspects the fuck out of it because he's pretty sure with the information he's had from Selko that this is the the place to find what he's looking for. Um, but Vanda plays it cool, and I I, I do like the it's, he's such a little dweeb when he's like, um, "Give me the strongest <laughs> drink you got." Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Give me the good shit or something along those lines. It's funny because like. Marcus is so, I guess, ignorant of how a lot of things work is that I would be like, dude, be careful. He's probably going to give you piss. Like, why, why would you? <laughs> really He's so piss. fucking impetuous and tightly wound. And... Yeah. Um, but Vanda has a thing set up where he presses a little thing and it activates a little toy and it works as an alarm for everybody in the room so that they can hide. Is smart move, Vanda. Character did the smart thing, everyone. Look. You don't see very often. I like yeah. the way that the scene opens on Vanda, like rolling the scroll thingamajiggy back and forth against a bottle. Oh yeah, pondering mm -hmm. it. That like is he's one... really considering this at this point. Well, absolutely, because his his uh, people are getting more and more restless, and so a piltover. So something's gonna, something's gotta give. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah, they go and inspect it. Uh, luckily, everybody's hiding. Someone said from Silco. Spoilers. So they've already had a scene where he and Silco made a deal of some kind. Um, I don't think it's spoiling anything at this point to say that he's probably gotten information from Silco. Otherwise, why would he have directly come to Banda other than a sort of vague assumption? I guess that works. It's just that I assume it's because Silco has pointed that direction. Um, yeah, Silco pointed him in that direction because um, he got that information from uh, Chadwick or whatever his name is, who's a monster now. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. In the Deckard. first episode, De uh, Deckett mentioned that the kids were um, involved because they because Silco sent Deckard to uh, monitor the kids as they were doing their heist. So now Silco mentions it to um, Officer Man. I'm bad with names. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> all right. So now Officer Man, having dealt with the kids by running into him in the arcade, knows who they are and that they're with Vander. So in that all, so in all those turn of events and everything, now yeah, and he's, he thinks he's won. Very convinced. Uh, but they they all have hiding spots. Um, one of them almost doesn't work out. He slips, but it's okay. And um, even Vanda, he has Marcus takes his pipe and drops it into his drink. He has to be like, <laughs> he's a big <laughs> old dingus. I'm a shitter. Yeah. Um. But Vanda keeps his cool. Chill. He uh, nearly loses it when Marcus alludes to the fact that he's been talking to Silco. Yeah, because you weren't always the something. I can't quite remember. Mm. You weren't always, always the, the peacekeeper. peacekeeper. Yeah, that's it. Like, Vanda gets all up and fucking fist on the table. Well, and he says, um, be ashamed to put those on again. Cast iron, hard to clean. Like... Mm. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, uh, Marcus gets pissed because they don't find anything, oh, and he's Lee like, "Loses his shit." So he smashes the the bottle across the table, and he says, uh, "He says a couple of things. One of the ones is that we all know there's a crime behind every coin that passes through this place, which is a really interesting thing for him to say." What is it? Mm -hmm. Just starts being really unhinged at everyone he's such present. A fucking penis through and through. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, yes, can you, you can calm the that. fuck down? Jesus, man. <laughs> fuck. Um, if you're concerned with spoilers and change the thumbnail, no. That's that's just a character from League of Legends as far as you're concerned. Don't worry about it. It's just Wait, a character from League of thumbnail? Legends sitting on a chair. That's all. Oh, that's well. That's the literally the Netflix thumbnail. Well, then, yeah, yeah. I'm. I, that's fine. It's Jinx, the character from League of Legends. You'll be okay. You'll make it. <laughs> um, that's, that's yeah. That's literally the cover of the show. Like, the, you can't watch the show on Netflix without seeing that image. Well, then yeah, Netflix spoilers, is Netflix spoiling it all. We hate them. Dad, I've lost my place. No, that. To be fair, though, you can't watch uh, Midnight Mass on Netflix without seeing the, um, I guess, because I don't want to spoil it, you can't see, you can't watch that without seeing the uh, antagonistic supernatural thing being, um, and I'm, I, that feels like a spoiler to me, it's like the, the, that, it, that that creature is what the antagonist is. Yes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, sorry if that was too much of a tangent. 
But you just, you just you just destroyed the flow. No one wants to speak anymore. Look, they're all silent. Yeah, I'm just gonna go now. I don't want to well, be I here hate, anymore. I Thank hate you. Flows. Uh, Your penis, anyway. Yeah. Um, everyone's getting penis. pretty, you know, Whoa. rustled and hustled and bustled and crustled. Um, and Vi is like, "What the fuck are we doing? Can we kill them now?" And Vanda's like, "Dude, <laughs> no killing. I told you how many times." Um. <laughs> And yeah, and she says something like, if you're not going to do anything, then I will. Like, alright, time to give you a big old life lesson. Being a bitch. He takes <laughs> her out to the bridge. Beats her the, to fuck up. Takes her to the prologue bridge. Um, and she says, how can you work with them? We saw what they did. I grew up with less than them. I want Powder to have more than that. Obviously very, very motivated. Uh, and then I think he just like pretty harshly explains your parents would be alive if not for fighting the topsiders mm -hmm. who you're willing to lose Milo, Clagger, Powder no one wins in war when the scene opens on the characters as well like the first shot of I, I'm pretty sure you can hear her remembering explosions from from that thing or that might just be the thunder like giving that impression. No, I, I think it is. Which one? <laughs> of the two. Which one do you think Either it is? Either way. No, I mean, which one? Uh, the Duba said I think memories. it is. I'm pretty sure it's explosions. Yeah, I would go with that. The, mm -hmm. the thunder, like, yeah, it could just be triggering the memory, you know? Um, but yeah, we've also got this shrine for uh, all the people who would have died sitting here as well. It's a bit, like, it's not like glorious, almost rudimentary, but like that's exactly how you'd expect it to be. It's been so long, and just it's just something that people want to respect. I suppose all the lives lost. Um, but yeah, uh, that's the major point he gives her is that essentially like what you're advocating for is what I did back in the day, and it's what brought us together in the first place. Like your obsession with wanting to take them out. Are you, who are you willing to sacrifice for that exactly? And I, I think it's just stuff that Vi hadn't properly considered. It, it seems that a lot of the people on both sides assume immediately that they'll win. And it'll be yeah. great. Mm. Um, but definitely something for her to think about. And it's just a really good Vanda scene. Vanda's neat. Vanda's a cool dude. Um, then yeah. we get this arguably pretty heavy scene. Uh, Jace is basically not very happy he's lost his whole reputation standing with his like friends uh his ability to study conduct scientific uh stuff as well as exploring magic like with with a lot of backing so um he's even um that cuff that he's been wearing with the stone embedded in it that that guy gave him is sitting yeah. just dismissed on the table which is means so much to him already so yeah, he's gonna throw himself off his own house. He's gonna kill himself. Mm -hmm. There's just not much else to it anymore. Has uh, lost what gave his life meaning, sort of thing. But uh, turns out, um, just before he would have done this, someone who was interested from what he saw with Heimerdinger has arrived at his house to ask him further questions. Yeah. Am, am I interrupting? Am I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. 
Um, so yeah, uh, obviously Victor's just intrigued by everything that he's seen. And uh, I think Jace even questions motive, or at least his interest, and, and, and how it relates to everything, and he, he describes himself as... Uh, like, like, I think he gives him a, a sense of motivation. He says he's poor, crippled from the Undercity, without any benefits of a patron. He simply believes in himself. Right? And he says, I think you're onto something. Mm -hmm. Man, what a great, what a great, fantastic character we might have here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Might... Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows, really? We're not, we're, you know, we've seen so little of him, but, I mean, the future is is, is interesting, he, he, to say the very least. He might push him off in a few seconds. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think Victor, uh, Jace is like, oh, wait, 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 what are we going to do? And he's like, because of all the restrictions they have, and he says, if you're going to change the world, you don't ask for permission. Which, really um, enjoy. Quite a line from Victor. From mm. Victor, yes. I'm a big fan of the uh, back and forth between them at the start of the scene, where like Victor mentions, you know, the fact that Jace signed all of his notes and he's <laughs> point of that being a little bit egotistical, because yeah. that's drawn <laughs> from what their dynamic is is like from the game's lore originally, uh, and it's represented well here, and that Victor like. Jace asks if he's here to insult Victor. Seems almost like surprised by that. He's like, "What? No, I'm here about the work because all that matters to Victor is the work, as opposed to all of the extraneous other shit that comes alongside." Yes. When you're involved with a project like this, the difference between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so for for just show fans, the the scene ends normally. With him being like, man, you know, if we're going to be working together, what is your name? And he says, Victor. Easy, but for Gabe's people who haven't picked up who he is yet, like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck, boy. Like, I guess not to spoil oh, anything for people who don't want to care. You look at him and he's like, that's him? I would argue that <laughs> yeah. since it's yeah, going to be like I, um... two years until they get more content from this, they may as well join the train of what people yeah. who played the game know. Victor in the game is very different than what you see in the yes. show. But he's not different in the sense that they've adapted him to be a different character. He's different in the sense that, oh shit, we're seeing him when he's really early on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This man has places I, to um, go. I looked up how what he's like in the games. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he's getting there. Dude, the, the way he looks in the game, I think when you've only seen the two episodes, you'd be like, huh? I don't understand. <laughs> like what? And... Honestly, for those who are just like trying to figure out how many different ways they could do it, it's just exciting because you're like, oh, maybe this happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I, have my, I have my theories for what's going to happen, I guess, well, immediately um, at the beginning of season two for him. But wait, the, well, we've, we've talked, talked about, about it one, yeah, a couple mm. of times. This, this, this is the thing. I think a lot of us, from what I understand, will be very excited to watch this as it is uh, the, se the second season. And because it's oh, Netflix, yeah. we get it relatively quicker than a lot of other shows would be. Whoop, whoop. At least in release, not in production. Week every... I love waiting a week for every Boba Fett episode. It really lets me save <laughs> the series. I, you know what? It's nice, actually, that we, we can just calm back <laughs> oh, yeah, down right. from the cringe. It's just like... And look, it's, it's <laughs> nearly over. Home stretch, one more week. Yeah, that's it. And then never again, except until season two comes out. Well, no, until the Obi-Wan show. I don't know oh, yeah, that's next, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, I don't believe they would make a book of Boba Fett season two. I guess we'll see. Who um, knows, yeah. 
they don't know what fucking to do with him, so they'll just be like, uh, book of someone else, maybe. It's Aaron the Goldberg. Star Wars variety show. Whoa. Everybody's just... showing up. Everybody's here. Just yeah. Book of Boba Fett season two with no Boba Fett. Just like... <laughs> wow. he's not it's experimental. Well, so, kind of like a third of season one, then. Yeah. Yeah, literally. What a bizarre show. That, like, we just... It's called The Book of Boba Fett, and he's just, like, basically absent for two out of seven episodes. I have nothing to do with him. They're all about Mando. Um, Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, like Arcane. The, please. The, the most. We, <laughs> I don't know what it says about us that we randomly tangent for talking about how good Arcane is to how bad Book of Boba Fett is. Like, <laughs> I think it says more about Book of Boba Fett, to be honest. I think it says that we see them as a representative of a scale. Man. A little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, when, when he says his name, that's the beginning of a relationship, potentially. Yeah. So um, the next scene begins with Vi going to see Powder, which is interesting considering what we just saw in terms of like, I wonder what she's up to. She's holding the bunny that she talked about before that was stuck up on uh, those, those wires. Um, and the first thing I think she hears from Powder is, I made these for the enforcers. Two are filled with smoke, two are filled with nails. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, calm down, you psycho. And Jesus. The thing is, after the conversation she just had with Vander, it's just like looking at her face when she announces that. She's like, oh, okay. Good job. It's important. Um, oh, so she, she's impressed with the ingenuity and the passion, but she's like clearly starting to accept the fact that it's like, oh, right, yeah, you're like a little warhawk <laughs> because of things that we've probably been talking about. Um, What's like, I mean, she's. Sitting there and she's making a pipe bomb. They're just acting like, it's yeah. no big deal. like oh, yep. you're so cute. Um, and yeah, she she says, "Powder, what makes you different makes you strong." Something that's definitely gonna stick with her. Um, as she's walking off, though, uh, why <laughs> Powder uh, is picking something up. Like, something's wrong. I'd especially... I would have thought that's worth pointing out with the fact that she's got the bunny. It's like, something's happened then. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, uh, Grayson is shouting the fuck out of Marcus for screwing up big time by doing what he did in the in the last drop, and he's like, no, it was good. We did good. Fuck you. It was important to do. And as they're arguing, <laughs> I think she says, like, you may have made this, like, impossible to fix now. But then, old tube arrives. The one that we know Vanda was uh, given. Like, wait, uh, Chungus, what's going on? Wait, uh, Chungus. <laughs> Maybe it's not too late. <laughs> and then they play the song. Uh, I really like this one. I don't know if anyone has any different thoughts to give. I'm a fan. I never remember the songs, so I don't actually know which song this is. Is this the one where, like, American Dragons appear on screen? No. No, no that's later. Like, episode this... four or something. Oh, no, yeah, this is the, this is the one... That's like, um, it's quite a modern song, and it's like actually diegetic in the setting, right? Yeah. yeah. Sure the jukebox yeah. playing yeah. Playground was yeah. diegetic technically as well, because it fades into the background, and it's just coming from the scene. Yeah, th this is one of my three favorite scenes in the show. I think it's, in it's like spectacularly well made, the incorporation of music and like 
sound design and pacing it's it's just brilliant like it narratively it isn't that important to need so much of an emphasis but i don't know i like I, i've never i've well, never once watched the scene and not gone back and immediately rewatched it um the name of the song our love or something like that yeah it's our love um yeah so powder's pretty depressed she, I think she's aware of what's happening. Vanda figures it out after getting her a drink, but like everything seems pretty chill right up until he realizes that, and it's intercut with someone breaking into Benzo's, and then the enforcers coming. Um, and I think a lot of people will be able to put it together that Vi has taken the uh, little capsule thing, and she's mm. giving herself up, which, to be fair, she is the most responsible, in a sense, for what happened. And she obviously believes if she gives herself up, goes to prison for this, uh, it'll solve the tension. Taking responsibility, which I think is also incorporated through her describing the bunny being up in the in the thing as a bad day. And thus her taking it down is her taking responsibility to create a good day. Um, or at least undo the bad day. And like this is this is what needs to be done, this is the right decision sort of thing. Um Shows a lot about it. Good, good, good. And then the final thing that happens in the episode is the people come through the door and she's shocked. Now, if you know that she's expecting enforcers, you'd be like, wait, but why are you shocked? What happened? What happened? Yeah. What was it? My God. You blinded her. God, I would kill to have them add him into this. So funny. <laughs> you just picture he's always talking about taking over the world and stuff. Like, there's a serious, or like, people talking about actual events related to the show, and he's just in the background trying to get them to listen to his evil plans or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's not until seasons later that he actually gets some level of power. At first, yeah. it's all about just, he just wants to take over the world. Um, so that's episodes one and two. I guess we'll stop the stream there. Uh, yeah. Wish. No, fuck off. Oh, the aggression. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking Look, off man. if you stop the stream. That would be the way to fuck off. Episode three is True. real shit. See, Fringy already fucked off. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Rags is gone. I mean, yeah. not much happens in episode three. It's just kind of a down episode. Hello, right? it's, it's. I was going to say, hello. Metal and I, we're the, um, the B team EFAP hosts. <laughs> You're gonna be talking about episode yeah. four because nobody wants to talk about episode three, okay? As yeah, just episode three isn't like a yeah, masterpiece of filmmaking or anything. To summarize, they all are happy and stuff. Yeah, we'll see that. Yeah, the Turns song out, from previous episode came with playing. ice cream. Yay! Hey, <laughs> hey, Jay, Jay, someone said the you mean the Bay Team? Nice, nice, yeah. yeah. Woo! Wouldn't it be like the Cum Team or something with you two? Oh, that's even better. <laughs> Hello, it's, <laughs> it's the cum so, team. I'm just imagining like someone calling out for the cum team to help come like arrive like and you help. Don't, you don't call out for the cum team. I think you start like barring your door when they're on the way. They're here to steal your cum. <laughs> oh no! Um, so I'm, I'm curious. You don't. You don't have to specify, but does anyone have a favorite episode that isn't episode three? Uh, I it seems like... to be sort of the consensus. Uh, second to last episode, true. number eight. Really? Okay. Seven yeah. or nine? I was about to I say seven and nine are my backups to. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say three and seven. I'm a big fan of four. Nobody likes you, really? Jay, for choosing four. <laughs> no, I like a lot of what's in four as well. That's the problem for me. I really don't I mean, think I like the show <laughs> in terms of episodes, except I'll give it to three. I do think of it like that, but uh, I think of it in yeah. scenes. There's so many scenes I adore, and sometimes I forget which ones they're even from. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about three is I think three and one are the only ones where it's basically like one plot line that's very cohesive, especially like the last. I want to say 25 to 30 minutes is basically one unit of action. Maybe, maybe that's wrong, but it, it feels that way. It's very, very well put together. So, anyway, you guys want to talk about episode three? Fine. I would love to. No. Sure. Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? So, we don't, of complete. we don't open on. Vi or Vanda or Powder, we open on Silco doing a monologue. Very what, that's fucking deliberate. God, it's such a fucking. Crowning a story of opposites. There's a peace in water. Sit in, and all your problems will fade away. Then there's this thing in your head, and it's raging. Fight. Survive. The question lingers. Had enough. Um. This might be a little bit unclear for people who are just watching the show that this is even Silco, because you, you know sometimes you're not even remembering exactly who and what everything is. You're just sort of taking it in. But obviously he's our bad guy, and he's talking. So it's likely going to be about why he's a bad guy. Um. No, he's morally gray. Sure. <laughs> you can pretty much get. The idea that it's Silco based on the fact that his left eye appears to be gone in like a quick blink. Yeah, he's got, well, it's, it's really well done. He's got this, it's a more idealized version of himself, I guess, falling in the, in this vast ocean alone. But then mm -hmm. it like intercuts. There's this thing. Raging. And his eye is cut and there's blood going all over the water. Oh, Christ. And yeah, it's, it's the point he's making about juxtaposition of drowning at least from his pov i can't imagine taking much solace at all in drowning um i really really love it because i feel like you can fit everyone around him into this uh analogy he's drawing like i think through silco's eyes vanda like drowned he just closed his eyes and let it in because he, he didn't give he didn't fight I was going to bring that up about halfway through, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think all the pieces are there, right? Well, yeah, uh, we just set them on the table, right? And then you point to them. Yeah. So Apologies. that's what he's talking about. Um, and it Never looks like someone's... For not being weak. Someone slashed his eye, and the water itself looks a lot more discolored than would have been caused by just blood, um, as in... Something's up with the water, uh, is my assumption. Um, yeah, I think the last thing he says is, it's funny, you can pass a lifetime without facing a choice like that. For that, I thank you, old friend. Um, so this scene, incredibly fucking important. Silco, at least that's what we're drawing. It's like, um, it's Someone big is doing it to him. When I was watching it for the first time, I was like, that's probably Vanda, because they're obscuring him quite a bit. And we've got a couple of hints already that Vanda's history was very, very violent. 
and uh, Silco's interest was raised when Vanda was mentioned. I was like, I feel like there's enough here to gather that's probably him that's doing it. Mark is saying he spoke to an old friend of Vanda's and the way Vanda reacts. Yeah, they probably knew each other, which leads you then. Yeah, that's probably Vanda. And I remember it was this image, because obviously it's the third episode I was watching, and I was just like, this show ain't fucking around, like, imagery-wise, <laughs> is it? Like, this wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be so much more chill. But, um... Yeah, it was like... quite dark. Well, having that image alongside the thank you, old friend, when talking about what it means to drown, I was just like, what are we... This isn't at all a League of Legends TV show, as I would have expected mm -hmm. it, but I'm not... Yeah, I expected, like, some, like, too much Marvel-esque, like, lightheartedness out of this when I was first thinking about it. Nope. That's the thing, man. I, I think one thing you could definitely say that's in this that isn't in a lot of mainstream stuff is is just the best kind of edgy. And I think we describe it as having teeth, is what Theo said earlier. Yes. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's apt. Marvel, Disney products do not have teeth. They never will. Um, <laughs> they can't make anything happen that can shock an audience with how well it was created and how realistic or, or raw it can be. It's, it's always going to be chill. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting, actually, because like the, the main comparison I draw from the series is to Marvel films. And the only Marvel film, in my opinion, at least of the ones I've seen, that even comes close to Arcane is Infinity War. I think I think it, I don't I don't know whether Arcane's better than Infinity War or not. I'd have to go back and rewatch it. But it probably um, is. I, Infinity War's got a lot of stone yeah. problems. Yeah, but it, like it, it, this, this is basically what I want from Marvel films that you just are never going to get. Agreed. Um, so, we begin with realizing it's actually Benzo and Vanda that have come for Vi, and, uh, her decision has pushed Vanda to make a decision, which is to lock her in Benzo's, like, basement while he gives himself up, which should solve the problem, and also protect her, which is his main concern here. He's, uh, the stability of the Undercity will likely be threatened with him gone, but he believes Benzo yeah. should be able to at least account for most of that. The fact is, he can't choose that over Vi. Um, which I think is very important to think about as to what it means for his character, and I think it's informed by the prologue. Uh, he's He feels responsible for them and the lives that they've lived. Yes. Um... Yeah, and so Grayson's like, what the fuck? Like, you can't be serious. And uh, he basically says that this is the only way to protect the others. Uh, to, to Vi, sorry. And he says, you've got a good heart. Don't let the world take it from you. Gay. Super gay. The best kind of gay. Um, and yeah, the way he gives off what's happening, too, because they just can't resist using subtext. Is uh, they ask for like Vi, and then he says, "You'll oblige a doomed man one last smoke, won't you?" And like mm -hmm. he He's says that, himself. and Grayson is like, "What?" Because she knows exactly what he means. I think uh, him saying it is even confusing. Yeah, look at her fucking face when he says it. Yeah, because uh, him being gone means uh a lot, obviously. Probably the fact that they're, they're probably on good terms just in general. I imagine they're friends to some degree, but uh, him giving himself up is huge. 
because they have their goals aligned. They're of the same mind above and below. So, but without him here, down below, who the fuck's gonna fill those shoes? Exactly. But uh, he makes it clear that that's what's happening. So they eventually run with it. Um, and then I think we switch to Vi's POV, where she's yelling. Obviously, it won't make a difference because they're all aware she's in there. They're just there's a different deal happening. Um, but then blood splatters across the the window, which I don't know for anybody else, but for me, I was like, "Whoa, what are we doing? Yeah, what the hell's happening?" I was like, "Jesus Christ." Mom, um, and so already because I had already I just I was aware of episode three's reputation, so um, uh, I was just like, oh shit, I guess this is what people mean is that people start dying then, which to be fair, yes, um, yeah, <laughs> maybe not in the way that you thought. Um, the blood being this, this was pointed out by actually the um the video one of the videos that me and Fringy watched, but um, it's it's just something I didn't think about before having it pointed out. The blood splatter makes the whole room red um, for the remainder of the scene when it was tinted different. It's just a nice lighting choice that they made. Uh, oh, yeah. A bit spookier for I. Though, unfortunately, Grayson has been killed. Yep. Which Violently. Is a, yeah, and it's a shame uh, in some ways just because I really liked her and she was a really cool uh, character to have in this world. But narratively, this serves a lot. Um, and, well, rip the sheriff of Piltover. And I'll have to see what happens as a result of that, too. But yeah, uh, we see uh, all that's left is Marcus and Benzo and uh, Vanda. And I think we even see Vanda sees that she's dead and does a big old no. Uh, letting us know he did care about it. He's not happy she's dead. It's just good to make sure you take care of that. Um, otherwise, yep. I, I would be annoyed. But um, Silco arrives, and they can't resist having him arrive in a way that's much more interesting than just him being there, can they? Look at that smokiness. Org. <laughs> F a dummy, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, Grayson was fridged. Oh my god! God damn, Grayson was definitely a gaslight girl. Boss, totally. Um, so Silk goes here, like, oh god, what are you up to? Which is literally what Benzo says. I think he's like, what are you up to, you little bastard? What are you doing, you little show bitch? Goes to try and give him a give him a big old conk on the head. But he's fucking killed mm. by what I actually thought at first was going to be Dr. Mundo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could see that with the whole... Well, uh, so I thought it was... being purple and stuff. To be completely honest, at first I thought it was going to be Warwick because of the violence. But then uh, when they showed this <laughs> shot, I was like, oh, is, is that Dr. Mundo? I don't like Dr. Mundo, I don't know. Um, but no, it's neither. Yeah. They, this just... Shimmer bro. Is that what they're like? Shimmer boss. Shimmer. Yep. Shimmer. Shimmer. Shimmer is the substance, yeah. Yes. So the shimmer demons. Old. Shimmerman. Wipes out Benzo. He's dead. And then Marcus is like, what the fuck? This wasn't the deal at all. 
Then Silco says, deals change, I think. Literally vaded him. Yeah. I'm altering the deal <laughs> for I to not alter it further. <laughs> that line is so awesome in uh, Empire. It is. Empire's a Perhaps cool film. I don't know if you guys have seen it. being treated unfairly. Um, and one of the coins drops out, which... Oh, beautiful. Look at it. Got blood on it. Money. The blood money. Money, blood, blood, money. That's blood. how it works. Congratulations, Marcus. This is what you won. Yep. Bought. Um, and the Shimmer Monster punches Nox's Bander out. And they drag him off. Marcus is still just there. Yeah. Which obviously, like, Powerless. It, there's a lot happening at once here. Uh, it's worth mentioning that Marcus is incredibly fucking unhappy that Grayson is dead. Yeah. I don't know that he would have cared that much if Silco had killed everybody. Like, that's not enforcers, but uh, obviously this was... The point is that yeah. goes. I would hesitate to say double-crossed him. He's he's changed things, but he's still on board with uh, with Marcus. They still have that relationship. Mm -hmm. Marcus is just, like, hyperventilating as this scene is playing out as well. I think the fact that he's left standing there powerless by events outside of his control is very important to him going forward. Yes. Um, so that's, um, that's a scene, definitely changing up things, and there's just so much that's not quite understood yet, like, why? Why is everyone getting killed? What do they do? What's going on? What are you doing, Silco? We've already got all this struggle between Piltover and the, and the lanes, and now we got Silco fucking everything up. What's happening? Another, another one of them, you pause and pull, look at that composition. Yeah, as you can imagine, Vi's unhappy. So anyway, uh, you know, fix stuff, but everything just got worse. That's what's going on for for for, for that side of things, which we're gonna get to what it means, I suppose. Um, but for now, in his ruined apartment, Victor and Jace are working together with shit tons of notes and a blackboard to figure out what it is about Hextech, or rather the, the stuff he has already, how can they control it and make it useful in some way. And they, I think Stabilize they, it. yeah, I think they believe they've cracked it, but it's, it's very different to have it cracked on paper than it is to have it cracked yeah. IRL. And, um, I think, uh, there's, there's a line I appreciate where Victor implies they'll go and break in to take it. And then Jace is like, what, what about you? Because, like, this is, you know, I don't think Jace feels like he has much to lose, but Victor's got his whole career. Yeah, um, because Victor is the assistant of Heimerdinger. So he's, uh, he's a pretty high position, I would say, actually. And then Victor says, Your Heimerdinger prediction. Your Hextech dream has the potential to help people. And then he says, Our Hextech dream. Which is using. Wow, what a cuck. I mean, what a, he what said, a he communist. Says, uh, yeah, he says it to the Russian, too. <laughs> oh my god. But no, good shit. Good shit. Um, I will say, um, this isn't really much of a point at all, but I do really like the vibe of just Jason Victor working together on science stuff. That could be a whole yeah. show, and I'd happily watch it. Yeah. Jason Victor's adventures in science land. Watching people, watching land. just good characters work together on science stuff can be so rewarding well, i think i think it is uh it is emblematic 
when your characters are good, you can kind of have them doing anything. And as long as I understand who they are and what they want and it's all lining up, I can be really interested in what they're, uh, like, what they're working on. Even if it's, like, them stuck in traffic, you can have, like, <laughs> yeah. a story that's interesting <laughs> if the characters are well written enough. That feels like a, I'm gonna write that down, <laughs> work <laughs> on the stuck in traffic bottle <laughs> Good God, thank goodness you wrote that down. Imagine forgetting the great idea of two people in traffic. You can make it work, all right? I didn't say you couldn't. Like, even, like, two people walking down the street, I can make that work. (laughs) Fring, I can tell you there's an episode of Outnumbered based on that premise. Fuck! That's okay. (laughs) That's okay. I'll make mine with blackjack and everything. That'll make it more impressive and cool. Sorry, what were we talking about? (laughs) Well, uh, some arcane shit or something. Echo uh, saw the whole thing, being that he's Benzo's lad, mm-hmm. gets by out of the room, and no, it's not the full episode for it. It's just like the first half. Sorry. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, tells her that he followed where they took Banda. If anything, it, it is is useful for the writer in that um, we already know that that's something he does. And that means that they'll know where Silco and Vander are now. And just expressions once again. Poor Mr. Echo, who has lost someone who I think it would be safe to assume is a father figure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty much all he had. A rough beginning. Um... Yeah, obviously it's just uh, it's real tough, but there's no time really to be doing the grieving. Gotta gotta get an action to help Vanda. Um, oh yeah, so now now we're at the point where Silco and Vanda have a conversation that is super important to understand a lot of stuff, and I think it opens so that the name of this episode is the base violence necessary for change, and. I think One he of my says episode titles. Yeah, because I think he says to Vander with the start of the scene, um, the base violence needed for change, but Topside won't listen to anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd probably take this opportunity to point out something about the way they filmed this show that I can't remember who it was that I was talking to. But uh this was the scene I was looking at when they said it, and so now I've associated it with a scene that has evidence of such things. But the camera's Far from flat, it like, there's loads of techniques being used, such as following particular people and changing the angles or uh, unfocusing and focusing, depending on what what the action is following. Um, quick camera movements, ones that connect to other events, and then just like a subtle shaking. Like all of these different efforts when it gives the impression that this wasn't, you had a frame, you drew, and you had another frame, you, this this was like, everything was created, and then the camera was, uh, all, everything was thought about in terms of what we see a lot more than uh, a lot of other sort of shows slash movies would do. There's a lot of vision in it. Yeah. yeah, there really is a ton of different techniques, and the camera is never at a boring angle. Everything is really well thought out in terms of this stuff. Yeah, because the depth that's created through uh, doing what they've done, which I'm assuming wouldn't just come with, like, it, it's something that you have to force uh, with the work that they're doing. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, uh, they have a talk. Got a lot of. I think Vanda says, uh, "People are gonna die, and why? For pride." And Silco says, "For respect." The way, he, like, his the tone with which he says that. I I don't know how to describe it, but it's almost like offended that he thinks it's as small as just pride. Like, no, 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 no. Mm. We are we are not a respected like division in this uh, in this uh, society. Yeah, <laughs> we are tr we are trodden on. That's what's it's what it's what's at issue here. And then... Like he's, he seems insulted that he thought it was just pride. Yeah, and and with how the dialogue often works in this show, it's it's characters are actually listening to what they each other say and respond accordingly. So Vanda says, "You had my respect," um, but I think he says like that wasn't enough for you. You had the respect of like all the Undercity, but that wasn't enough. Um, then he says, "We shared a vision for the entire underground, united the nation of Zorn." Betrayed me, and. Uh, then Vanda says, I've never forgiven myself, which prompts him to talk about um, what it like means to Silco. But this is what I was talking about earlier. He says, um, can you imagine what it's like as the river toxins mix in with your blood and eats through your nerves? So I assume that's what's happened to his face. Mm -hmm. uh, explains the eye and the scarring, I suppose. Because... Uh, a lot of people I saw questioning they never explained Silco's eye. And I was just like, I don't think it's that complicated. I think it's literally just, it's infected and uh, he bleeds it every once in a while. Seems yeah, it's be because it. of all the shit in the, in the water they have down there. It's yeah. like toxic and everything, so it gets in there. Well, I don't think he's bleeding it. He's it. injecting a small dose of shimmer into his eye. Yeah. Is it? I thought he was yeah. he had to let stuff out because it goes down his face. Nah, he has to shoot it with shimmer. But why is he wasting half of it? We, see, we see a visual representation of it in, I believe, episode four or five. In four, he does it, and then there's four. a little bit of the stuff goes down his eye. A yeah, little bit of like purple. Bit of yeah, little, little yeah exactly. A little bit of goo. Hey, look, all right, it's not goo, okay? Just because it's a liquid doesn't mean it's goo. You don't right? own all no, goo. Wait, you, you get to... I don't own all goo. I'm just saying <laughs> the fact that the not fuck all goo is goo. Are you the goo I don't know why, you get... uh, why are you so angry? I'm protecting <laughs> the goo from you. You're trying to take it. Fringy is the goo fighters. Are you associated with goo girls, Springy? The goo girls. I'm not. Oh, no. no, I'm just. I'm just stating the fact that just because it's a liquid doesn't mean it's goo. You're trying to say that shimmer is goo. I'm just saying it's not. It's not that simple. And then you got really mad for some reason. I mean, you would have wanted to have been defensive immediately because we yeah, said... I was just saying. Say. So, we know, we I, know I, who's I, actually mad. Pretty clear. Yeah, he's paid by the goo lobby. Yep. Big goo. <laughs> yeah, you! You stupid! coping and seething right now. Oh, yeah. I, there is no cope or seething here. The only people seething are the people who said something incorrect and then got really upset when they got... Hey, man, we could have easily just moved on <laughs> yep. saying goo, but you couldn't let it go, my friend. I it was you who hauled it. I, look, it's not my fault that I think that accuracy is important, okay? I just think look, we should be if, accurate in our terminology. Wait, what is, what, what is the distinction between goo and, and whatever it is? Um, yeah, define well, goo I'm, for I'm, us. So, so I feel like the simple way to think about it is goo is a liquid, but not all liquids are goo, if you get it. <laughs> well, sure, but why is it? <laughs> nope, sorry. <Okay. laughs> that didn't help at all. 
How does it not help? I'm just saying. It's a subdivision of liquid. Okay, goo. Yes, goo is a subset of liquid, but what's the distinction? Um, I think I think when we talk about the properties of goo, goo is a little bit um. I feel like firm isn't the right word to describe a liquid. Like it's it's uh, it's dense. Yes, I think I think that's probably probably the word I'd be looking for. Cream. So inadequate viscosity. Okay. Essentially, yes, I would say that Shimmer has inadequate viscosity to meet the threshold of goo. That's it's a, not that's Shimmer. Really, and... Oh, wait, what? Which we're talking about the the, the stuff that was going on. Almost said goo. Almost said goo. I heard oh, it. Shimmer. I'm, I thought it was partly <laughs> Shimmer coming out of his eye. You know, the the which isn't the Shimmer. Thing, the thing in. Well, I guess it's a comp. It's it's composed of both Shimmer and whatever's in his eye. Well, it's just river so toxins. I don't know that we should call that Shimmer. So no, no, no. He, I'm referring to he's shooting Shimmer into his eye with that needle. Yeah, oh, and then the liquid I thought down he, his face. It yeah. comes out of him, though. I thought he was bleeding it, because it, it, I'm assuming it's an infection that gets worse and worse until you... Like, in the same yeah, way that you can do that well. with a tooth, you know? Well, sure, you think he bleeds Shimmer? Yeah, because I think that device doesn't have anything in it other than a, a needle to bleed. Yeah. Well, no, I'm pretty well, sure that the whole point of the device is that it does have Shimmer in it, because he goes all yeah. floopy whenever he gets injected, like everybody does when they take Shimmer. I assume that's because yeah, he he's gets really stabbing himself what? in the no, eye. No, 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 he's, he's doing the Shimmer floomp. That's what he's doing. He's definitely yeah, yeah. doing the Shimmer floomp. His eye he's goes definitely... purple whenever he injects it into there. Yeah, and, and not to mention... orange, yeah. Yeah, not wow. to mention, like, there, there will be a scene later on that makes it even more obvious exactly. that he's shooting yeah. Shimmer. And yeah. we'll, we'll get to it. We'll absolutely get to it. But we're pretty sure he's shooting Shimmer into his eye to, to basically keep his eye together. From not going crazy. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like he's just releasing liquid. He's injecting it into his eye in a small quantity. Yeah, my mm -hmm. assumption was that he's got an infection and it gets worse and worse until he, like, it builds up and so he has to... Lead it. He injects shimmer. In. No, no, no. He's injecting shimmer in to fix his eye, yep. and then he has to keep doing that. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make a difference, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it does to the discussion that we're having about <laughs> what's coming out. Nope. Yeah, it does. No, no, it doesn't make a difference to the story. No, I know it doesn't make any difference to the story, but we we're talking about the uh, property. We're going to be accurate. No, that's what's exactly the, the, if we're going to be accurate. absolutely. But I'm just saying it doesn't change my view of the story at all. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I wasn't trying to change your view of the story, but you, you, I was just correcting you. I didn't say it. you were. Why are you so defensive? You're okay. We're going to be fine. <laughs> I don't know why you're getting, You have to keep stating that it has nothing to do with the show. Fringy, like, he's yeah, stealing your goo. I'm stealing Fringy. the goo. He's going to steal your now. goo, Fringy. Red goo. Nobody's going to steal it. It's mine. It belongs to me. So it's like some kind of cope. It's like, what's happening? See, look at that. Cope. Look at how Cope with what? What's are. happening? What is even happening? I don't know. You're coping. I don't know, That's but you get really upset about it. Says the big goo associator. Like, wow. Everything has to be goo with you. Can we, can we talk about the person who went to Trungos? No, well, I don't, I don't have the, the photo if you have it. I can't wait to see the timestamps. The timestamps are going to be like, freaky freaks out about goo. Well, yeah. Well, cause... someone said that goo to me is what Hextech is to Jace. I wouldn't describe it quite like that, but it's an important <laughs> part of my work, among other things. <laughs> Ringy, stabilize the goo. Oh, is no, goo it's... important to witch doctors? I need goo tech stones. Plague doctors, but uh, 
Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's not. I don't know if it's important to all plague doctors, but it's definitely it's definitely something I'm uh, working on. Yeah, yeah, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, so what scene were we <laughs> the, up to? It was super chat. One of them says, "If you have an eye infection that's so bad you have to regularly bleed it, why not just remove the eye? That dude's a zero out of ten character." Uh, arcane destroyed. There is, I would say, that's the major hole with his character, but yeah, everything else yeah. seems yeah. working pretty good. The hole in his eye. The major yeah. hole is that he puts yeah, I mean, the yeah, hole in his eye. <laughs> um, right. <coughs> so, uh, he says, I was left with an understanding. The only way to defeat an enemy is to become what they fear. Which, uh, yeah, quite a lesson that he believes in. And it informs a lot of his decisions. And what a what a way to live life to defeat someone, just become what they fear, like, right? And to stop at nothing. Yeah, because we can finally realize our dream, brother. He says, "Kill me if you have to, but spare the lanes." As you'll die for the cause, but you won't fight for one. Yeah, it's just an interesting thing to think about. A lot of the stuff he says, you just sort of sit there for a moment like, huh, yeah, hmm, oh. And he says, I'm not that man anymore. And I think he says something like, I'll show you who you are. He says, you'll die for a cause, but you'll fight for that shit. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, then they, they, they reveal a big chair, and they're going to put Vander in chair. I don't know what that means yet, but it's scary. No, chairs is horrifying if they strap you in them. I'm on chair right clockwork now. orange. That's offensive to Charlie. They're gonna make him watch Book of Boba Fett. Take take that back oh, about chairs. You piece just of when shit. Looking through this bit again, just after um, Silco stands up uh, and walks away, and the music kicks in. I noticed something about the music that's um, like a real deep pull from League of Legends, but I can't really talk about it at least until the episode is over. Hmm. Well, all right. Hope and see. Hope and see. Mold, perhaps. Uh, what I appreciate is that as he's being dragged off, the Vika is in the background. So one just confirming she's working for Silco fully, but also she doesn't look very happy. I'm sure she's a bit conflicted about all of this, but uh... she very she very rarely looks happy. <laughs> True. Always True. scowling. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I there's a photo of someone having been to Trungos, yes. Show that at some point. Um, yeah, someone went there. Not just today. somebody, a fucking Chad. Me Mega Chad. That would be necessary. Yeah. Went to Trungos. Mel catches Victor and Jace trying to break into Heimerdinger's fucking lab. I say break in, they're using keys, but you have to do four. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking, wait a minute, this isn't my bedroom. Fucking... This nice try, bedroom. Victor. <laughs> Yeah. Such a stupid line, I love it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is playing in from she has an interest in Jace, likely kept an eye on him, and so she's to a degree already under her notice. I wouldn't say control, just... Uh, and she, they basically, she says, if you get one night, you can make something happen. That's the time. And uh, she distracts a guard for him. Like, hmm, Mel seems to be kind of on their team. Uh, and she says to the old man, 
Uh, another late night, so I assume that it's not uncommon for her to be here. I think it, it might be fair for to be like, why didn't the security guard suspect something? They see each other here and there. Hmm. Um, which brings us to Vi getting home. And uh, obviously, the, it, it was interesting for me because like uh it's a very it's it's opened as a chill scene where they're all just doing their thing and then she walks in and i was like oh fuck yeah of course because she's just seen all of that shit from the, yeah, the yeah. opening um how do you tell them about it and um obviously just wants to get them set up let's talk about reactions again look i'm trying Yay. to resist all right it's just that they're that good. you're not trying you're a liar but um she comes in looking to like you know, be leader, bro, and uh, just get everyone moving and set up. But Powder hugs her, and that reminds her of the reality of the situation. Look at expression gives. Mm -hmm. Completely broke did by seeing Powder. Yep, that's good shit. Trying to fall words. Oh, that's so good. So they start setting up. They've got actually like a little pack of things. I think that involves the lockpick, Vanda's uh, gauntlets, some other stuff. Um, and while that's happening, they're like, all right then. Uh, Powder starts packing up her um, gadgets. And I think Vi realizes and she's like, not happening. Because this is like a real situation. This isn't one that we have the room to fail on. Which um, kind of in a dynamic sense, puts Powder's belief that Vi felt strongly about her abilities at rest now. It's like, well, no, because when things are actually mattering, he um, says, no, you can't come because you're not ready. Mm -hmm. The look on Powder's face when she says, "I'm, you're not ready. Like, she's just Yeah, because all Vi has ever that. done was build her up over and over and over again, despite her mistakes. And now this is the one time she's like, Okay, you know what? You're not ready. Stay right the fuck here. Yeah, and that's there pretty rough. Um, oh, I, really, yeah. now of all times, you bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I just found it. I scrolled so far through the EFAT podcast chat. Um, yeah, because all I'm trying to do is get the uh, the reaction up for for, for chat. See, because they don't they don't have the the clear view right now. Uh, Yeah, I I guess I'm just trying to make clear how much this means, and um, it's uh you can even tell from Vi's reaction to Powder's reaction that she may have overstepped a little bit there. Um, and she wants to try and make it calmer, but the point is like she needs to know she cannot come because this could fuck everything up. Um, she's she makes mistakes. She's not ready. It's important to take that in. But Powder would have seen Vi's rock, so this is a lot for her to consider. Um, but yes, let me... She just doesn't want powder in danger as well. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's, this is way too serious, and everyone could get hurt. Uh, you know, it, to be fair, she probably wouldn't even want to have to use Clagger, Milo, and even herself, but, like, it's just what's got to be done, because they're the ones that can make the difference. Uh, this is the Trongo's picture, everyone. Look. Food in a glass. <laughs> 
Not only Trungo. did this person go to Trungo's, apparently they also got one of the waitresses to join the Discord server, the EFAP Discord server. I don't know how that would really? have happened. Like, hey, so Trungo's waitress, That's... this is podcast called EFAP. <laughs> well, I imagine, I imagine that they mentioned it was why they were there, right? And then you start talking about it. And... I can't picture Did you guys give an endorsement? Unimaginably awkward. Did you guys endorse Trungos or what is Trungos? Let's start there. A restaurant. Yes, it's a restaurant. Famous oh, restaurant. It's a restaurant in Virginia. That's incredibly popular because old Trungos. Yeah, it's a good name. It has a stomach as talking, an icon. It's like, Did you guys it? endorse Our, it or something? Um, well, yeah. <laughs> Not if it's shit, but kinda. I mean, not for know. money. We just found out that there was a restaurant <laughs> called Trungos and spent 20 minutes talking about it at the beginning of the last EFAB. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about this image? Oh, it's fucking beautiful. Um, it's. I mean, Trungos wine list. The food looks great. Um,. Sounds like Jade does not have anything else to yeah. say about it. Right, no, I don't have anything else to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's another little bit in the scene in terms of uh, Kamara work. I think it's when uh, Vi is trying to describe what happened. Um, she like clenches her fist and uh, powder spots it. And I'm trying to Oh yeah. Eh. Gosh, so much fun finding ways around copyright, am I right? Yeah, that's great. Great. Mm. Yeah. Uh like it it almost seems to me that they they're showing that Powder knows what's gonna happen, so she wants to help her. But um precisely that that means she shouldn't come. So uh, yeah, she gets told to stay behind, and they all set up to go and get Vanda. Yep. Uh, but she does give her a flare, I want to say. What would you call that thing? Yeah, like a smoke flare. I'd say that's a smoke flare, yeah. Yeah. And to light it up if anything should happen to her and Vi will find her. Uh, meanwhile, Jace Victor, they're just working on a newer version of that same device we saw in the beginning. Try and crack. The gem thing, X bombs. Uh, X bombs, yeah. I remember some of the dialogue. I think yeah. Uh, uh, something about it tells you a little bit about the nature of how far each of them are willing to go. I think Jay says, uh, yeah. you know, like, are we is this is a chill? And then Victor says something like, um, the resonance will stabilize it. Trust me. And Jace mm -hmm. isn't, like, that convinced. Doesn't he say, like, are you sure? And then you get, like, a little uh, reaction from Victor where he just sh shakes his head. Well, well Jace yeah, isn't looking. He's, he's like, so, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but and... then when that's going, he's, you know, he's just... We're good. Then we get a scene that is quite interesting to talk about, I would argue. Um, all the kids are gone. And Powder's on her own. 
And there's something about the way they present her emotionally in this scene that gives off several impressions at once. Just paying attention mm -hmm. to how how they've done her expressions. She's obviously sad that she's been left on her own and out of whatever this thing is. She's obviously sad she basically has to acknowledge herself that she can't help. But I think a big thing would be that Bai has confirmed a lot of what Milo's been saying that she also said wasn't true. Mm. Oh. Yeah. The, I, just I was a full-blown panic attack mode. Yeah, she's like super pissed, super sad, panicking. Like she doesn't actually really know what to do with this situation that she's in. And it kind of alludes to the fact that she's got some serious abandonment issues. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I was incredibly <laughs> impressed by this scene because yeah. they deliberately avoid giving her a I'm just sad. They present this as she's also losing her uh, self-control. Like it's the emotions are so heavy on her that she doesn't know how to express them. Yeah, they're all just sort of coming out all at the same time, and so then you end up with an incredibly well-animated and performed scene where it's just, like, very realistic crying. <laughs> like, yeah. for an for a animated show. It's probably the best <laughs> crying scene I've ever seen. In yeah, like if you've ever seen show. a child just flip the fuck out and throw a tantrum, <laughs> this is basically yeah. it right here. I feel like I probably have had moments like that when I was much younger. There's just stuff you don't, you know that you're too young to fully understand as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like this is also it. really important in establishing a degree of um, instability beforehand. Yes. Before yeah. the big thing, yeah, um, it didn't come out of nowhere. No, this this felt very suitable, um, especially was... considering these 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 doubts have been going on since before we started following these characters. Like we get the thing like every time uh, Powder is around, we fuck something up. So that happened multiple times where Milo is shit talking her and putting doubts in her mind. So it's. it's very clearly established relationship between these characters of this dynamic already existing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things... And throwing shit around and it's unpleasant. Yeah, and she hits her own head with a fist as well, yeah. which is another sign that's just, like, she's having a lot of fucking trouble here, but drops a box of things. The, the gems come out, rock things, uh, and she realizes that with the way that they react when she drops them, that it matches the explosion. And so she figures with enough uh, force on them that they, she can recreate that explosion and uh, help the, the kids save Vanda. One could say that the thoughts going through her head right now is, I'm not weak and I'm going to show them. You'll see. Specifically, mm -hmm. she says, I can help. I think yeah. very motivated by the fact that not only are they unaware of how good she is, um, but that she's going to save them. It's going to be great. Yep. Well, she's yep. A, she was in a moment of panic about not being able to do anything, and then all of a sudden she knows what to do. Right? Yeah, it, it, it crystallizes, I think, because she's free-falling, but then it all comes together. That's it. Got to use them. Yeah. Um, that instability is also accentuated by the really discordant strings they have going in the background yes. of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, check out this... More than just a typical child's tantrum. Check out this uh, scene transfer, by the way. 
I will. Fuck's sake, I thought it was quicker. Okay, pause, hang on. <laughs> and oh, now. I this one, yeah. Boom. Like, they're not even close to the same objects. But man, that lines up, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, Jay, would you like me to exit you, even though we're very close to a certain event? Yes. <laughs> I, well, that's the thing. I'm now functionally tired enough that I feel I would have nothing really to contribute to talking about that event which Very is well. unfortunate and feels bad but i'm not gonna stick around being dead weight for any longer so i'm gonna hop out here been fun very well thank you so much for joining us and i hope you sleep well slash do whatever you end up doing excellently i will be hopefully. sleeping immediately Wait. Okay, bye, Jay. Good. Good boy. Boy, Jay. Boy, Jay. Boy. And there were six? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Six or shall. Yeah, they, the, the, the Jason, the, the vicar are like, oh my god, Heimerdinger could, could, I, I can't remember if this is the scene where that starts to happen, but yeah, I think they activate it to the point where it blows out a window, right? No, like, yeah. oh, schnizzle, yeah. and a bunch of people notice it. So it's like, now you're on a timer, because people know what you're up to, people or at least that you're up to something. Um, which takes us to the scene where Vanda is discovered by the kids. And it's kind of a fun, the best version. It's not even lampshading, it's just the best version of doing this sort of thing. He's like, how'd you get in? She's like, it was easy, there was just like an open window. And then he goes, you have to get out of here. And she, like, realizes what yeah. that means. I love that. It's visible on her face the moment she says it, which That's is so crap. good. Um, I, oh, that was just an open window. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because at first I think it would be fair to be like, wow, nice stronghold, bro. <laughs> but, yeah. um, Maybe this is going to go easier than we'd hoped. Maybe we can, you know, get out of this unscathed. Not really thinking about it from that perspective. Um... Yeah, um, and then Silco, just with introducing himself, makes it clear what the idea here is. He was hoping to draw them in, and he's going to kill them all and tell the Undercity that Vanda ran away with his kids and Forsake basically just gave up on the city. That's the plan. Which I really wish people would keep in mind when deciding that Silco isn't a villain. Mm -hmm. Very fucking strange <laughs> conclusion to reach. Um, Wait, is that a is that a popular thing? Dude, Jay put out a tweet like I guess you call it appreciating Silco, and some people responded with like he didn't really do anything wrong if you consider a lot of what of his. It's like Ugh. what the fuck are you talking about? And Jay gets some interesting responses from people on Twitter. Then <laughs> <laughs> again, yeah, maybe I should say, well, it's Twitter, so yeah. Um, Bunch of the entire plan here is yeah, I'm gonna kill four children and this guy. Yeah, man, he's so he's not a villain. He's fine. Yeah, he has a he has a drug empire. I mean, he's like directly or indirectly responsible for lots of violence. Like that's a that's an interesting theory, I guess. I don't know. Pretty weird. I got it. This is the realization expression, by the way. It's just you don't even need the dialogue. It's like, oh, yeah. 
because she cuts herself off to like she was just talking like we just found an open window and then just trails off and eyes wide mm-hmm. um, doesn't vendor also mention that there's like lots of guards here and yeah. then she says yeah, he's legitimately confused as to how they would have gotten in because like, he wants yeah. them in uh so yeah that's that's apparently basically silko's plan but then it's like all right then uh in response to that uh vi tells uh, milo to get vander out of the chair clagger to look for an alternative exit and she's gonna take on the thugs the thugs um i think as she's starting up i really like the uh the lock pick like fails and he drops it and then vander's just like milo you can do this it's just like mm-hmm. oof, the stress because if you don't i saw this scene as you have to get vander out of that chair he's the only one that's going to be able to save you guys yeah um but obviously if you stress milo out he's never gonna be able to break him out so it's just like a nice moment and i think it in- encourages the idea beyond like i think it's easy to interpret it as vander is the father of powder and vi and then clagger and milo are there it's just it's nice to see more sort of fatherly moments between him and those two as well mm-hmm. um so yeah uh vi puts on those gauntlets and tries to take on the thugs which i suppose is going to be something we should probably get out of the way first talking about the viability of that mm-hmm. uh, they gave her a decently better chance than she would have in other situations with the placing of a bridge there which is forward thinking yes it's yeah. clearly like also, what is in favor of it versus what is against it. It's like the easy one for against yeah. it is that she is very young, she is a girl, and she's against a team of male thugs that all look psychopathic yeah. as well as strong. <clears throat> and there's a lot of them. Yes. But what's in her oh, favor? Well, yeah. she's like, fuck. I mean, to be fair, she trains a lot, right? And being being yep. young isn't completely a disadvantage. So there's advantages to being young. She has a weapon and she kind of gets her ass kicked. Right. Yeah. I, I think they do a pretty decent job, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as people noticed the viability, I thought that was... Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> also, the, the first big thug completely underestimated her. Yeah. She's just going like, ah, look, the little girl, and then... That's the thing, man. Like, us... I look at this fight, this one, for example. He goes for a simple lunge. He deflects it off, which, again, is just like... Yeah, then what? And she just delivers the hardest uppercut she can with a, a coated fist of, like, it's iron mm-hmm. into his jaw. Like, mm. that's gonna do significant fucking damage. Yeah. Yeah. You're not exactly coming back from that. His feet even left the ground. Look at the blood. <laughs> yeah, those weapons are a big thing that actually helped to give her a chance in the fight, which was yeah. because they let her block bladed weapons. Mm-hmm. Which is used well, weapons in general, really. Which she uses time and time again in yes, throughout yep. the choreography. Um, also, visually, I fucking love it. Look at that. <laughs> so it's, it's a strong keyframe. That's for damn yeah. sure. The the action is just fantastic. It's really mesmerizing. But I like that they show Silco is shocked as hell by that. It's like, what the hell? Like, oh, all yeah. right then. Shocked by Silco standards, yes. Yeah, because <laughs> okay, like you just knocked out the biggest guy I had. Um, huh. And yeah, a lot of uh, her strikes are her taking advantage of 
they're like uh they called like counter repost i think is essentially the the format like she's mm. getting them in weak spots because she dodges their attack initially um mm -hmm. which uh, obviously the training robot thing she's been using is very specifically like a lot of it is about dodging incredibly fast attacks so yeah you just have to acknowledge she's been training for stuff like this for way longer than any of them who are more than likely not training they're probably just thug people who are like working she's for silco it's a situation of skill uh, outplaying, like, just sheer strength. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think it's important that we can we can understand what the power levels are here. That's probably the mm -hmm. most important part for the show, actually. Mm -hmm. This is there are, detail yeah. like, where cheat overswings, like, quite a lot, which is just the weight of the gauntlets following through. Like, yeah. I remember one of the thugs takes him out with, like, a huge, like, punch to the face, and even in the next like uh, shot, the momentum is still carrying through, and she's like, I think she stumbles off to the side a little bit, almost even. Well, tension's rising. You got one of the, the he's got four main restrictions for Vanda. One of them's broken off, and Clagger finds uh, an opportunity to create an exit. And then the second one yeah, is broken off, and Powder's almost here. So, like with Vi being quite successful in the fight so far. There's definitely a um like we're 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 doing okay. We're doing we're doing alright here yeah, actually. Yeah. There's a chance mm. here. Um and now I wanna show off one of my favorite small pieces of animation here. I've already gone over this with some friends before because I'm just so fucking impressed by it. But uh let's hope copyright doesn't ding me. Decent chunk. <laughs> so uh, again, compliments to the fights, but just just play Absolutely. it. Out. So fucking amazing. Oh, this? Yeah. Fucking phenomenal work. So Look where, do it, I, yeah. where do I begin for complimenting this? Like I remember when I first saw it, I was like, fuck me, that was fantastic. <laughs> so um the dodging the knife was it, Theo just mentioned on the bridge that it means that she should be able to take these on one by one, which is a problem in a lot of uh like plot armory situations for shows where They'll have you surrounded, but for some reason everyone attacks you one by one. It's like, oh, I know the reasons, because they wouldn't survive if they didn't do that. Um, <laughs> this is a bridge. I love the focus she has in dodging that knife, but it costs her a punch to the face because the second person comes in. How dynamic of, of a little sequence there, but then for her to... Scrappy. Yeah, for her to retaliate with a wide swing and a scream, like... Because she's just been punched, so she's getting to desperation. She's not doing fantastically here. Mm. Um, and then obviously just the sounds, how fluid everything is, the expressions. Just like yeah. it's this sequence is tiny, but it's fantastic. And uh, yeah, Vi is just trying her darndest. Um, we can also see in between that, that her arms go like down, so she's almost like a little break because the, the gauntlets are so heavy. Yeah, you can see her muscles re relax after being punched for a second and then they back up. Yeah, but then straight back up. Like, damn, good shit. Um, and I think having her portrayed this way in fights where she's desperately trying to win makes you a lot more sympathetic to rooting for her. And believing it's, the, uh, it's hard it's one the, um, versus her being really strong. That yes. every frame of painting video on Jackie Chan fight scenes, one of the things that's so engaging about them is that he's not trying to present himself as totally flawless and indestructible. Like he gets hurt. Seeing people get hurt 
And we talked with Daredevil before, seeing people get hurt in a fight, I think yeah. it just does so much to ground them. It's like, oh, this is like they're not like some super duper awesome special like they're just they're trying their hardest mm. and they make mistakes and they don't that yeah they're just trying their hardest it, it just goes a long way um to helping yeah, I mean, ground the character if, if you and want to have to airbrush her knife away either <laughs> no. if, if you want there to be suspense you have to be able to conceive of them losing the fight or of there being mm-hmm. alternative outcomes i mean if they're just I mean, if it's just Doctor Manhattan walking into a fight, there's not going to be any. I mean, you know, it's well, the outcome is presupposed, <laughs> yeah. and like that—that—that that, that is what happens a lot of the time in action movies. I mean, people are going to say Marvel, but not just Marvel. Lots of action movies, it's, you just kind of know what's going to oh, happen, so it's not interesting. Thing, one of the thing, go for it, go 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 oh, for okay. it. Okay, another thing action films do a lot is they fail to do justice to the fact that there's any sort of force behind attacks. Like yeah. when someone gets punched, they like don't really respond, or they'll they'll like flinch a tiny bit, but then it's right back to what they were doing. Whereas you look at fights in things like this, or well, I guess better action stuff, and when a person takes a hit, sure they will like recover from it, but it'll be a process of a few steps back. Like the attack does carry through and cause some semblance of physical damage. They'll end up scuffed and they'll get hurt, and it really sells that there is actually attempts to harm one another going on in the fight. One of the uh, best jokes in Smiling Friends is when uh, when Charlie <laughs> punches uh, that, I can't remember his name, the blah, blah, blah guy, yeah, yeah. punches him and totally knocks the wind out of him. Yeah, the joke like... is so funny because it's like, <laughs> yeah, getting punched in the gut, like, that hurts. Um, what yeah. I was going to say before as well is one of, I feel like one of the reasons why Die Hard is such a great film and why everybody likes it so much is John is not invincible. He gets yeah. hurt. He gets his ass handed to him. He is like constantly on the back foot, always having to fight his way up, getting, because like in uh, in that film, it's like, I, I feel like the, the clearest example in my mind was when they shot the glass and in order to escape, he had to run across the broken glass. Mm-hmm. Many people want out. you to Jeremy. know his name is Jeremy. Jeremy. I, I like yeah, how yeah, many Jeremy. people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I, it, look. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Stop it. it. If you do it again, I'm going to punch you. Know, you know. <laughs> if you do that again, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> My favorite thing about Jeremy was the eye expression change when he yeah. starts to look after the little devil person. Like, oh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, get, get out of here. Go. <laughs> um, I almost want to bring it up because I just love it. He's frowning hardcore at. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. Charlie. Charlie, when he's leaving, the second he's out of like frame, he just immediately has the sympathy eyes. He's like, "Oh man." Okay. Smiling Friends <laughs> is another good example of little touches. I'm one of my another. I keep saying one of my favorite jokes. There's so many. It's the one where um the boss is telling him to not go. Like he's like, "Wait, one more thing. Whatever you do, don't go beyond the rickety bridge." And then Tim's <laughs> like, "Why?" Look, he disappears. He's like, "Because you get lost." And then he like sort of slides past him to get through the door. Yeah. He like does a little shuffle past him to get inside. It's just you didn't need to do that, but you did. It's great. Jeremy punching Charlie back is a great payoff. It's funny as yeah, fuck. Yeah, they have a lot of good, great setups and payoffs in uh in Schmiling Friends. Anyway, back to Arcane. That's a nice. We didn't yeah. turn into a different show that wasn't cringe. Being Boba Fett. <laughs> So oh, you not even mentioned it. Damn it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh. I, some of the 
like I think Savika is like, I'll do it, and then uh, Silco is like, no, 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 just give it to uh, Decad, Shimmer yeah. him out, and it seems like I don't know how long Decad has been taking the potion at this point. But I'm guessing it's still, uh, but like it, okay. he's already um, addicted. Already addicted. Yeah. It looks like it all all it takes is once because I think we've so. all, we've only seen this ever happen mm -hmm. once. All it takes is once. Your body's lethargic and everything like that, but the addiction in his eyes when he looks right into it, he's like, "Oh, give me, give me, give me." Yeah. And the shit is like not good for you because do you remember no. when Vander no. and uh, Silco were having their conversation? There's a shot of him just like vomiting purple, doubled over. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Like, and uh, mm. they just uh, want to get back to being what it is when you have it. Um, also, check out this. Uh, by gets knocked down by this dude. Um, oh, wait, hang on. And I'm sorry, mutely. Help, metal. I cannot. Look at this fucking kidney punch. Boom! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I'm getting punched in the kidney with these gloves, dude. Yeah, you're fucking. That thing is just blown up. What I mean, she gets these uh, important strikes in, and you're just like, oh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> yeah, but she also topples over immediately again, so she's, she's clearly fatigued and she's, yeah, yeah beaten she's up. These things ain't light. Uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of effort goes into the fight scenes beyond just she fights them and wins. It's like no, it looks like they've really planned out the moves at least. To some more degree than we usually mm -hmm. get. Um, yeah, they don't have idiots just swinging clearly over her head, so they don't hit the actress or nothing like that. It's just, yeah, well, you don't have to worry with animation. Out. People can get hurt because they're not <laughs> they're drawings and no oh, actress was hurt during these fights. A lot of people saying that's more of a liver shot. And it's like, oh yeah, fair. Um, it's so satisfying that she's visibly exhausted by the end of it. Dude, it's I fucking just... love the expression where she's like, really? After all that, yeah. I gotta fight the Hulk? It is just Hulk. <laughs> one of the best moments in the, the hallway fight scene in, in the first season of Daredevil was when he and another guy just take five seconds to catch their breath and then yeah. start fighting again. They're that happens here too, later. It's yeah, it's just amazing. It's, it's, a really good, uh, think... it's a really good touch. I think that happens they in the old boy breathing. fight as Go well. Ahead, I think so, yeah. the old I boy think of, yeah. I, I gotta watch that movie. Yeah, the old boy fights. There's, pretty a couple, the there's a couple moments like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that's what I was you gonna say. Watched... This reminded me of. I'm not gonna watch the uh, the the American one. No, <laughs> no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No. the uh, the Korean just, one. Don't just checking. There, there is no American one. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just let's just pretend. You know what? Uh, what was it? Uh... <laughs> oh, okay. Um, gotcha. I really like. She raises her fists anyway. She's ready for this fight, and Evanda sees that. And it's the most panicked we ever see him. Yeah. Like, he's he's not ready for her to fight that thing. Um, and for good reason. I very much appreciated that she didn't even really have a scrap with it. Uh, he goes in for a heavy oh, yeah. strike. Yeah. And by the way, what another wonderful pause screen. Look at that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this show knows how to use slow motion. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I gripe at a lot of things for being really bad at using slow motion. I really appreciate how this show uses slow motion. The most common use that I'm aware of is that it allows us to stick with a moment that is quick for a little longer. 
which is mm -hmm. for this her anger and his indifference like uh, like it's not even really <laughs> engaged but she's like this is the biggest shot i'll ever take um that is... this is the bastard that killed benzo so clearly she's pissed at this thing yeah and it comes there's a contention here a lot of people bring up, um, so we'll see what you guys think of it. She's incredibly lucky he didn't kill her here. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah? Yeah. No other commentary? I, yeah. I, I feel like yeah, that seems right. that trope I think... is in... Well, even, even a trope... Yeah, I guess it's a trope. It's in Considering everything. how quickly Grayson got annihilated, um, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Killed Benzo in a single strike. with people. I think it's totally fair. The only counter I've seen, and I give it like a, it's like, eh, is that he would likely want to get some level of revenge on her for being beaten by her before, beyond just killing uh, her. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, I think yeah. That's, I give that the little oh, hand, yeah. handshake. I'm like, eh. It's just like, no. I, I, that's kind of true i had forgotten about that issue and I, and it's clear that they're still in there to some small capacity it's not like oh they're just a big mm. old zambo now you know it's um i'm so it's 50 50 for me i i accept that that's a possibility and i suppose that eases the plot armor but i still yeah. i don't know um but I'm anybody really claiming he wouldn't want to take any form of longer revenge i don't think you can claim that I don't know that you can mm. claim that. It would just be that you would cite that the last time that we saw what he could do, he annihilated two people pretty much instantly. One hit. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have that on one side, and then on the other side, it's like he has a personal grudge with her, surely. And you're like, uh, yes, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I guess I, at the very least, we have that as an element to, I uh, yeah, to I rely think on. It's worth bringing up. Um, I just don't think it quite... It doesn't feel very satisfying. And it's the first instance of... Okay. Well, a bit lucky. I feel like uh, it would be worse if he just straight up said, you see second? how that goes? That'd be a bit goofy. It's just frustrating <laughs> to me, because this one's in everything. It is. Like... It, it, and, and Arcane tries to not have that happen a lot of the I'm time. I'm gonna throw you instead of snap your neck. Yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. highlighted also, it many times. It's in Boba Fett, thing, it was in right? Mando, it was in Terminator it's Salvation. In yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff. I would be super irritated if he did it twice. Like, throw once, throw again. Because, like, a lot Not of baddies will do yeah. that. Just yeah. Throw over and over again. He only did it once, mm -hmm. so it's like, okay, alright, alright. You, you had I your one. I do really like that Vice right after crawls into the cell and closes the door because Just she immediately realizes and... she's out outclassed yeah, yeah, heavily. I like that. Don't know how much of a fan I am of like Silco Buddy. They've got a really strong defense built into that room yeah. that you haven't done anything to stop. Uh, mm. Had they simply because that door is incredibly difficult for the souped up Hulk man to get through. So imagine like. If the if the scene was they didn't even intend to fight, she just closes it and locks it up. That's a lot of time they have to free Vander, and I just don't know yep. why Silco would have like. I can accept that that room has that security in it. It's just that Silco, did you not think about that? Like, I don't know. Well, yeah, letting them get into because I was about to say it would make sense to me that you have a door to lock someone in, but why would you let them in that area in the first place? Also, you know what? Kind of cool. Like... Oh, it, it looked like it, it, uh, 
it's completely locked from the inside. Like there's like a handle and everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like if that's a cell, shouldn't that be on the outside then? If it's specifically used for a cell. Oh, I mean. oh well, right. this place is. I don't know that this place is meant as as a cell. It's got a chair in it. I don't know I if think it's... it's an interrogation. Yeah, that's why I'm room. specifying. I'm not sure if it's specifically designed to be a cell. Yeah, it seems to be like an interrogation room of some kind. Like I said, it, I'll hand oh. it. I'm fine with the room having a lockdown scenario, like system equipped, but I don't know why Silka would have let it. Like that's an obvious. Like I'd be like, you might not want to have them grab him in that room because they can just close that door and lock it up, and that gives them a lot of time. Yeah, especially if you plan for them to be here. And that's assuming, generously, that Silco does not know there is a thin wall in that room that leads to exit. I hope he doesn't you know. You know what about else that. would be kind of a would be cool, like really quick and added detail. You know how we were just talking about how he throws Vi and doesn't kill her right away. It'd be kind of interesting if they pan over to Silco just really quickly giving him like the what the fuck look, like why didn't you kill her right away? That'd be kind of cool. Just that a quick little glimpse. Helped. That could have yeah. helped. That could have helped the uh, plot armor just a little bit extra. Someone said Vanda's hey. weak. Deckard can wipe them out, and Silco believes they don't have anywhere to go. So it. So he's just. Oh, he just like he knows the lock, the door, and then he'll just have to break in. That's like part of the plan. It's like that doesn't seem right, does it? I I think, I I think we should get some visual reaction to the thing walking, so that they so that Vi has time to get in and start shutting the door. Like he goes, dude, the fuck, go. <laughs> well, yeah, like it, it, like almost vacantly looks at Silco, uh, and and Silco's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Like, obviously, stop them from closing the door, sort of thing. Still, it's mm. just um, it's a regular wall, not a thin one. What I mean is, it's a wall between an open space and an open space. I know that doesn't necessarily mean it's thin, but I mean, Klaga breaks through it. I don't think it's as strong as walls can get. Um. And it's just like, again, I'm, I'm willing to believe that Silco was unaware of that. Um, but obviously, it would be way worse if he was aware of it. It's not plot yeah. armor. It uh, seems like armor to me. The thing is, it, uh, it gets a little bit counteracted soon enough. <laughs> now, it's almost a little bit, happening. A little bit. So yeah, uh, we got the final Jace and Victor scene. They activate and control the magic to the point where they're just floating happily, and Heimerdinger just breaks in around about the time they do it and says, no, 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 no. Naughty, this will not stand. This is not what science is meant for, or something like that. But then Mel is still there. He says, that's for the council to decide, which, knowing she already has pull with them, I think, like, Springer, you and I were already talking about this at this point, right? We were like, he's going to get overruled, and I, we started yeah. talking about where that plot line might even end up in a more mm -hmm. extreme sense. Um, yep. But yes, magic, or as he corrects Mel to say, Hextech has been born. The interposing of the mage rise as they're, like, getting it to work was really cool as a visual. <laughs> Yeah, because, well, Jace is reaching his desperation. This is, like, the flashpoint of everything. He has to get this to work, and it represents, like, everything since that moment with Rise, so it's a good way to just incorporate it as well. Um, Jinx suddenly, uh, sorry, Jace suddenly understands calling it magic is a bad idea, if only he knew that before. I genuinely think he calls this oh. Hextech. It's, it's a combination of magic and science called Hextech. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, he's, um, he's giving it a name. His discovery, he's giving it a name. But he understands he's still wielding magic. 
Absolutely, yeah. This is for the council to know that. This is still regarding magic. That's why Heimerdinger says it doesn't matter if you call it a hex tech or whatever. He's like, it's going to be under the council's What's... approval or not. It's not magic. I am levitating at the top of the room right now. Um, I love how Mel just strodes in all confidently. She's all like, yeah, the council's going to decide this shit's good. And she already knows that it's going to be because she's got so much pull already. Which it's it's actually it's it's less that she has pull and it's more so, I think, that she understands the motivations of the people on the council. Like there, mm -hmm. there's a, there's a, um, she understands the sort of selfish motivations uh, that lead basically everybody except Heimerdinger and like there's money to be made. Right. I mean, that's basically what happens is there's, uh, you know, anyway, we don't, we don't need to get into all. Well, yeah, we can go. They'll, yeah. They'll come up later, but, um, so he should have drawn that distinction earlier. So there isn't necessarily that distinction doesn't help him in the council. It's still magic. So saying this is Hextech, not magic, would be a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Like saying it it's, magic it's, it's it a pizza. Magic. It's a pizza, not cheese. Right. Yeah, this this is this isn't Ruby, okay? This is magic. Um you Ruby fans will appreciate that, I think. So we we're, we're here. Did it. We're at the pod. It's time. It is time. Oh we're here. shit, boy. I don't know how to go about it. I guess we'll just start with uh, how it starts. Powder pops in, I think, two stones in the back of the little device with one getting blasted by spikes on a um, on the on the symbols smashing symbols, together. Yeah. The idea being it, it keeps hitting it over and over and over until I guess it reaches critical. Um, this scene is quite tense if you're immersed. Because we keep flashing between everyone doing different things, like Clagger getting further and further through the wall, um, the the lockpick just struggling to get that last lock off, the door slowly coming apart as he's punching it. Just uh, you just the the thing at this point is that you don't exactly know how everything's gonna work out, who's gonna die, what's who's gonna live, how's it gonna turn out. But I I think I've said this to um so many people as I've talked about this scene. I I had a thing in my head where I was like. Please don't do the thing where he's about to kill them all and then the bomb goes off and saves him and then we have drama later about how yes you did save all of our lives but like you shouldn't have tried that or something. It's like it just feels like the more generic option and I would complain mm -hmm. in terms of um oh, no, no, no. I would have been unhappy that the bomb would have affected the big creature so much but not really anyone else. And I remember thinking to myself if anything it should be the reverse. They build up. No. <laughs> Stop. This scene is fan-fucking-tastic. The monster so man, Deckard, he sees the creature Wimbly the Womble, and he's just fascinated by it for a moment. Which I think anybody would be. He'd be like, the fuck? Who sent this? <laughs> like, who is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm not gonna Am I hallucinating? What is this? <laughs> what what was in that shimmer? <laughs> was that Captain <laughs> <Wally>? <laughs> the bad badge? Just before the last clap of the symbols, it stops. Well, even we get this. Yeah, Sorry, obviously this one this one's complicated in terms of just I guess I should just keep going. Um, and and, and we'll mm. stick. I'll try and do the summary. You guys can just do commentary. So the powder has got like her hands on her head, and then it doesn't go off, and she's like, "What?" And the scene starts to calm down. The final lock is released. The entrance is opened, and like all the characters are smiling, like they've got it. 
we're, we're good. And they realize like this thing's working out, and then there's one last tick, and it hits the mm -hmm. thing and it explodes. Now, ah, oh, where do you even begin with how much you want to praise you this fucking this shit, man? You explosion a few different ways and two different directions. I imagine that they had yeah. stretched out in front of them the I think it's five or f four or five, whatever. But they were like, how do we order these? And it reminds me of how they did in Squid Game. You know how they ordered the um the payoffs of each of the dice games? They ordered, like, the first one is the one that's going to be lower stakes, and then the last one will be likely the highest regards the main character, and then you sort of try to judge how you should throw it. But the first one is Powder. She gets knocked into what um, I already assumed at the time was she's got water to fall into, and they play it off as quite peaceful, and she's even really happy to see, like, the colors and stuff. So I think so very happy that her bomb finally worked. Her first bomb worked. Well, she, well, she she thinks this is like the culmination of her like life, basically. It's like I, I you know, I, I did it. I saved the day, right? You know. Well, yeah, and yep. I, I I think for a second you can be lulled into a sense of like, wait, like like how what do we do? And it's more so because we're 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 a little bit uh, in her POV, which is excellent. You did it. But I think as a yeah. reasonable audience member, you're like, what, um, what, a, what did it do to the rest of the people, though? Because like, mm -hmm. that was big enough to blow her off the edge, and she was relatively far away. And they do this thing. Show you the explosions, like, effects one by one. They keep rewinding time and doing it again. And it's really fucking cool, because the second one regards uh, the bad guys. Meaningfully that we show it, it did knock uh, Deckard off the door. But it also spread really far across the, the catwalk into Silco, but uh, Savika tackles him out of the way. And very quickly you see it vaporize her arm. Yeah. yeah. Nicely <laughs> <And> done. Then... <laughs> well, and so uh, I think it was Jay that I was watching it with. Um, it wasn't that explosion. It was the one where it cycles all the way to Singed. Uh, that's where Jay went, oh no. Because it's like, if it got that far, or at least its effects, mm -hmm. it's like, why haven't they shown us the ones that they have, oof. Um, but yeah. It, it's up, it's slab goes up in flames of powder falling, it's really good. But yeah, um, this scene is like, it knows what you're going to be thinking about, and so it shows it. Yeah, that, that shot's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Look at it, it's gorgeous. And so I think for a moment you're just like, wait a minute, what about them? And, and then uh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, what about them? Oh. This explosion, uh, it shows that the door gets blasted off its hinges, I think, and one of the the stones gets blown through the wall, like through the, the door. Um, and hitting the door, it sparks into loads of pieces, which means, like, that's incredibly fucking dangerous if you could just consider yeah. what, what's going on here. Um, and yeah, both Vi and Vander are getting uh, hit by pieces of debris. I'm trying to worry about copyright here, but... Uh, how fast this thing is moving in the slow motion Magic is shrapnel. Uh, a good testament to how fast it itself is and going. And then in the blink of an eye... Yeah, it slams into the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Uh which causes a lot of things to happen. I think I can do this with next what? frames, yes, but uh, Clagger 
He's hit by something, and it happens so quickly, but you see his goggles fly away with blood on him. Yeah. He just gets winged immediately. Yeah, he gets just gets blasted by door shrapnel. Yeah, right in the face. That's a thick door, and it just got popped into pieces. And then Milo. And it, well, the the guy I remember just being like, "Oh," because <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> um, but yeah, a, a pole just gets thrown into what I guess I can't quite tell exactly, but it looks like it could be near Milo's heart. I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Milo's reaction to this, he's so in shock, everything happens so quickly that it looks like that ha that hasn't even set in yet, that that probably really fucking hurts otherwise. There's that and one moment before, of horror. Exactly, around. and then before anything can set in... Well, and Klagger's not even moving. Um, and, like, yeah. He looks at Klagger is the thing I wanted to like, get to. Is He's like, he has just this briefest moment to look at Klagger and you can see it on his face. He's like, oh god, is he dead? Oh fuck. Oh jeez. Mm -hmm. And before you can really acknowledge that, the roof falls on both of them. Yep. And then back to powder. Yeah, and the music, like, it almost feels like the show is just telling you, it's like, this is what was gonna happen. That's just how it works. Mm. Yeah, powder's still here. We did it, Patrick. We saved the city. <laughs> Um, how quick and violent it is with uh, <laughs> Clagger and Milo. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's absolutely rough. Yeah, they um, don't get any about, last words or teeth. nothing. It's just bam, dead, bam, dead. Yeah, these two children, uh, one of them just gets winged by debris and killed immediately. The other's impaled by a metal pipe and then has just enough time to see that his friend is dead before they are both crushed by falling debris. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, and one last use of the explosion to show that since the, um, the initial thing, Marcus hasn't even gone back to Piltover yet. He's just sitting, mm -hmm. staring at his bloodied coin, and then he sees the explosion because he wouldn't have been far away. Um, and that's a big explosion. Oh yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> there were three of those stones involved. Look at that thing, fucking hell. Uh, but obviously, I think that's going to have been boosted by it. It like caught shimmer on fire, or it, it seemed to react yeah. with the shimmer <laughs> yeah. stuff for, for singed. Uh, yeah, but it, it's such a like what the what. As a, as a viewer, he's like, I'm not used to this. Like, yeah. <laughs> the good guy's just lost. Big time. Because Deckard isn't even down for the count. Nope. Deckard's kind of okay, nope. to be honest. Silk yeah, let's show my stuff. Is, Deckard's uh, okay. Pretty rough. Incredible. The music in this next bit is fantastic as well. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't really do anything but say it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's nothing for it. But uh, yeah, it's, really it's just really sad. tragedy, the soundtrack, basically. Uh, yeah, my eyes were about to fall out of my head seeing Milo's <laughs> dead arm right there on the floor. I'm like, they fucking killed him! I like that kid! He's fucking they wanted, dead! They wanted you to know those two are dead. Yeah. <laughs> they really were like, yeah, no, we did that. They're not coming back. And, and your vibe just, like, crying. On the I'll get a... As well. 
yeah, there's there's a few of those shots that are really good, but um, Silco just commands fucking kill them. Jesus Christ! Not even like I don't know what the fuck yeah. that was. Just killed them. Like what the hell? Mm -hmm. Uh, the three thugs are on the way. Vanda spots that like he's the only one that can do anything about this. So it does himself a Spider Man. Rasfully lifts that debris off. We have what is a pretty awesome moment here. Just you know, you're, you're pretty immersed on the fact that everyone's fucking dying, but a guy goes in there to be like, "I'm gonna fuck you up," and just get booted right back out. <laughs> um, the guy just gets knocked out and tipped over the side. And yeah, Vanda's been pretty chill up to this point, but two of his what you could call sons were just killed. Um, mm. so you could argue he's probably a little bit unhappy. Mm-hmm. I actually might play the audio on this as well, but like he just easily beats the two thugs. But then he's gotta take on Hulkman. And uh it's a pretty neat like counter uh sort of pull the arm around, and then the, the mm -hmm. sound he makes when he wants to do his punch. Holy shit. Uh I'll, I'll just play it for the audience. Let's just say the passions are, are, are raised. That's fucking. Mm -hmm. Oh, fucking VLC, you're useless. Oh, yeah, this, it, it lags the audio, so I gotta figure it's out how I'm gonna so do this. Oh, good. <laughs> Not gonna work. <laughs> you frustrate oh, well. <laughs> me, copyright gods. You know what? This'll be after I'll, I'll do it. La 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 I can't hear anything with the audio of the- There you go. Okay. That. Fucking angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, I suppose it's worth highlighting that when he's doing that, like, this could represent, like, Silco could be in trouble if he loses them, but Silco doesn't seem- Silco's almost like, there he is. Like, the, the, the one yeah. that would have fought for Zorn. That's the expression, I think, that he's giving off. Um, but yeah, uh, Vanda's already exhausted and gets headbutt pretty hard by uh, Mr. Hulkman. Um, and picked up and dropped. But it seems like Vanda ain't given up. Uh, oh, well, I guess we'll come back to that in a second, but... Um, Yep, Vi is slowly trying to, I guess, make her way up, and she's just staring at Milo's arm. Like, ugh. Got express. And then... Damn, son. Catches sight of the monkey head. Mm-hmm. I actually this thought... giant door is right on top of her. She can't get out of there. I actually thought when they showed that the monkey head was there that that would be the way that she eventually finds out what happened. But no, it, that's not how she finds out. It's just... it's yeah. It just feels like this one element among all this death that reminds you of what's just happened. Cause it is just a heap of like rubble and the unmoving like bodies of the two of them. It's really, really unpleasant and she's trapped under this fucking door. With a broken arm from the looks of things. And the fire's or, rising otherwise. as well. Yeah. There's a lot of very human reactions in the show that I kind of appreciate of you're a person, a child no less, who is who's just like had the entire world explode around you. You're trapped under a door, your arm's broken, you can't move or get free. 
two of your brothers essentially have just died. So yeah, you're just lying there sobbing. There's not much else. There's not much else for it. Tragic as hell. It gets worse. Vanda... It gets worse? Woo! Vanda picks himself up. And he, like, seems to be revving himself up for round two. But Silco stabs him in the back. Yep. Theming. Yeah, and... Look at this face. He's not happy. <laughs> yeah. He was a little bit angry. Just, just a little bit. And he, like, flashes to that opening scene for the episode. Um, uh, Silco's like stunned for a moment, but then. Well, and it shows us the uh, the second half yeah. of that opening, which mm. is that Silco grabbed Vanda's knife while he was strangling him. Slashed uh, at his wrist area. Yes, and did enough damage that Vanda was more concerned about probably stopping the bleeding than going after him, and they connect that to him stabbing him again. The present. This shot as well. Look at this photograph. Like, yeah, pretty much the whole <laughs> show. Uh, and yeah, Vander eventually loses his uh, drive. Silco just pushes him off the edge. Before saying, I knew you had it in you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, because that was Vanda fighting. Uh, specifically here, though, he's fighting for his daughter. Not necessarily for Zorn, but the fight is still there. Um, and Silco says, get the girl. Vanda overhears that as he's surrounded by uh, Shimmer Vials. Which I've seen people say is convenient he dropped on it. What do you guys think? Isn't this where they're producing a whole bunch of it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I guess, thing to consider is it didn't go up in flames like true, a lot of it did. True. And that, I mean, it's Which, not well, like I mean, it's all, and all also, over the it's place. it's not everywhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not crates all across the ground. Explosion uh, ignition is not omnidirectional, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. not everything's gonna catch fire. Why would Silco have these things in the warehouse? Why are they producing it? Oh, well, we can... That's a... That's... But partially what this whole story is built on is the production of Shimmer. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that'll become evident as we go along, I guess. But Vanda uh, takes it, and uh, Silco's minion takes the door off by in prep to probably kill her. Mm -hmm. uh, Vanda grabs him, and there's no fight. He just crushes him, like his head up to the ceiling or something. It's not quite clear, mm -hmm. because that's probably going to be... The kind He's of violence. Just slamming him into the doorway just crushes his head. Yeah, and even Silco looks shocked seeing it happen, but yeah, just doesn't <laughs> seem to have a much stronger reaction to Shimmer than the other subjects before him. Is Van just looking yeah. a little, uh, a little wolf-like? <laughs> Is he? <laughs> you say? He's looking a little bit like, a, yeah. Um, if you the Wolf Among Us, that Telltale game, uh, when Big B is like. Kind of going super crazy. He kind of looks like that, and he's the big bad wolf. Oh, right. oh I thought you were going to make a Warwick example or something. I don't know. I was kind of confused on where you were going with that. I mean, 
He is clearly a chemtech. <laughs> yeah, Fringy, why didn't you use that as an example? <laughs> um, yeah, Vi sees him, and she's scared. And then he, like, has this moment of what looks to me like he's ready to fight something else, spots her, and then, like, has a bit of a freakout in his own head. Yeah. Like, because of all your motivations mm -hmm. are probably flibbly flabbly when when having taken that shit. Or rather, I guess he was, you know, Vander himself was just ready to fucking brawl. Um, I, I'm... My interpretation is that the Shimmer is, like, just stoking the rage to the point that there is actually a decision to be made there, because, of course, Vander would be unbelievably mad, and the Shimmer would probably only make that worse. Yeah, yeah um, he has his chance, he can kill Silco, or, because the building is falling apart and there's fire everywhere, he can get Vi out of that situation. He makes the right choice. Yes. He does. Pulls through right to the end. And yeah, particularly intense, that whole scene, especially with the soundtrack. Can't do it justice just talking about it, um, mm -hmm. but Watch my it. god, it was impressive. They cut back to where Marcus was and he's gone, um, and then they show us this scene again. But that was Vanda's last act, from what we can tell. There's yeah. uh, look after Powder, or I think even... Um, his head hitting the floor, they make like a sound that it that would if you hit like a puddle because of all the blood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, the colors yeah. fade as well. He's, they're not purple veins anymore, they're just dark. Well, Rip Vander, um, at the very least for the I season. I really liked him. Awesome. Super cool character. Yeah. yeah. So when you mix uh, shimmer and blood, is it viscous enough to be considered goo? That's oh no. We, we can table that <laughs> for now. We're about to talk about one of the best scenes in the show. I, f I almost feel bad yeah. trying to begin talking about it because I'll just be like, "Gosh, what can, what, what do you?" Mm. Stupid fucking well, copyright! I, think, I wish uh, we could just watch this whole scene like from start to finish and just not say a fucking thing. How great would that be? Would. Yeah. Right but unfortunately, the there are people who decide to watch Master Chef in its entirety. So now <laughs> they're, not, they're not allowed to just watch one scene in full and then talk about it. Uh -huh. um, I think what I would say is that I this was the scene where I basically felt, oh, this is um, this is going to be a good show. Like I, I think this it was, is... uh, it was, it was the point where my confidence in the show rose dramatically. And the main mm. reason why I felt that way is it's like, dude, this was ballsy. The decisions you made here, that the kid does the little explosion to save the day, but it actually makes everything much, much, much worse. And then we're going to meaningfully deal with the consequences of that decision, which is that Vi is very, very angry. Very, very, very angry. And in that fit of rage, she just expresses basically like a raw... Like, what the fuck have you done, you idiot? Like, you've destroyed everything. Milo was right, you're a jinx. Because how do you, you not? You ruin everything. Yeah, and, and well, I just... mean, the fact that Vi punches Powder as well, when I saw that, I'm like, holy shit! Like, oh my god! She fucking hit her. She like, hit a mm -hmm. kid! It's, um... Yeah, this kid that she's been building up for so long, and then he hits, she hits her in the face! Her sister! Her sister yeah. punched her! 
while screaming at her as tears are rolling down her eyes and she's covered in blood and dust and dirt um, and having a complete breakdown because of the gravity of this situation. And, and you know, like, as I, I guess we're skipping ahead, like, by 10 seconds or something. Can I... But it's, yeah, go for it. Go, go, gush, go for it. Gush about some facial animations quickly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we we I mean, we I, let me just sort of say that's what happens, I guess. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. So, I mean, it's fine for anybody who's seen it, obviously. But so, because I actually, there are people who have not seen it who have been finding this conversation interesting. I have no idea what that would be like to listen to people talk about a show from start to finish without watching it at all. It, yeah. Must be strange. Um, but hopefully it's working out. We'd, we've just reached what you could call the aftermath. Vi is getting up. Everyone's fucking dead. And then Powder just pokes herself out in the gap between her and the wall. Again, just the cinematography. It's like... As, a, yeah. as an audience member, you're like, no, I don't wanna, I can't deal with this. But it's not arbitrary. She's here to celebrate. Her, her device I, worked. What? Wants to tell Vi about how excited she is that it finally worked. And that, combined with mm. seeing the monkey head, is confirmation. He's the one that did this. It wasn't even Silco. Yeah, the way she asks Powder, like, you did this? And then, mm -hmm. like, just this look of pure, like, what the fuck did you just do? And then it quickly registers on Powder's face, like, it did I fuck before, up? Oh. It registers before Vi even says anything. That's what's so impressive to me. Yeah. Like, uh -huh in the shot with Powder, like, just after she finishes talking, her expression immediately falls, because she can see, oh, this isn't right. Why isn't she this... happy? Something's gone, yeah. what's, something's, yeah. something's gone wrong. Then Vi says, you did this, and Powder, like, there's a nervous glance to the side, and then she looks past Vi, down to Vanda's body, and her eyes widen, like, a tiny little bit. It's so fucking good, dude. <laughs> and then, of course, she glances off to the side, and, uh, Clagger's goggles, and uh, we go from there. Yeah, uh, it might be the best scene in the whole show for expressions. They clearly work their asses off on this one because of how important this scene is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this is like as pivotal as it gets. The the all of the buildups are paying off right here. And I gotta say, like when I was watching this episode. I found, like, I didn't even realize the stupid position that I was in watching the show. I was basically hunched over my desk with my fist against my mouth and my eyes wide, just, like, leaned over, staring at my fucking monitor. My friend pokes into the room to ask what I want for dinner, and I must have looked like <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, Vi just, again, having to deal with all of this cr like, Like, how do you... What do you do with this? <laughs> you just like the, mm. the the amount of emotion you have to feel and how impossibly hard it is to control. And yeah, the first thing I think she says is just like, "I told you to stay away." Like that's mm -hmm. what. What else can you draw from this scenario other than had you not come here, this wouldn't have happened, and I told you not to. Like, yeah. and it's way too much for someone of Powder's age to be able to understand. Uh, comes back to the cause of it. All. Yeah, we. Why did you leave me? We'll we'll, yeah. we'll probably get into this a bit more later, but the 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 show actually psychologically is a lot more realistic than I think people probably think it is. Um, there are consequences to this shit. Shit like this happens to a kid. Uh, it leaves an impression, right? And like, um, I mean, this is in particular. I, I I'm assuming that for most people, this is probably like 
most people's favorite scene or the most impactful scene for a lot of people. Uh, um, yeah, dude. I, how could it not be? It's one of my favorite it's scenes. It's top three for me. There's a particular one mm-hmm. that I, I have not. I have not sat there like physically wide eyed staring at a screen because of a piece of media much, but I mean, this scene is this scene is good enough that I mean, it it survives any comparison. I I could compare it to Kubrick or I mean, literally anything. It's just amazing. It's one of the best scenes I've ever seen in in film, period. Hmm. Um, And and like uh, uh, Powder is my favorite character in the show. I find it to be incredibly relatable, and I, I don't know if you if you guys feel the same way, but it's partially just because she legitimately is a fuck up. Like mm-hmm. I, I I don't know I I just feel so fucking uh, so bad for her in this situation because it, it's not as though um, I mean she did things that are wrong, but she was sincerely trying to do the right thing, and there is a perspective from which you could think that she might have saved the day, right? Um, but obviously that is not that is it is not how mul- things went. There are multiple factors at play at once. Um she has made a big mistake that has had significant consequences, but she is also a child. She's also not totally sound in terms of her opinion of herself or just her um you know mental health. Uh and she also exists in a really shitty world um that hasn't been very kind to her. Um, it's a lot of things mounting at once, but but the big thing is like ultimately what she has done here is is bad. Very and, bad. Yeah. And there's not like oh god, there's not really any way <laughs> out of face. out of that. You know, like there's not really any way to avoid that part of it. That something bad has happened, and she is going to have to find a way to deal with it. Um, but in this particular situation, it's just incredibly stressful. Yep. Everyone on the show has lost credibility for failing to acknowledge many disastrous flaws in this episode. Damn. Do you remember the super chat you got a while back about someone being salty they were banned because of bad arcane opinions? <laughs> this, <laughs> this is that person. <laughs> I mean, like, like okay, maybe maybe you could point out some things that are wrong, right? But in, in any piece of media, there's a, there's a balance of like, how high of a high does it hit? What what emotions is it able to evoke in the audience? What is it able to make you think about? How is it able to develop characters? And it's like, okay, maybe you can point out some problems, okay? But the fucking high is this episode is hitting. Like, what the fuck? If you're not acknowledging, like, I don't know, dude. That, that's, yeah, this is, this is, it. okay. If someone was trying to make an argument that like fucking season eight, episode six of Game of Thrones is good, I'm just... I'm just not having it in most things. Okay. But, but no, this is, this is kind of the same for me. It's like, if, if you, if you're not willing to acknowledge the merit of this episode, okay, you don't like it. Fair enough. Right. Sometimes people don't like things, but if you fucking watch this episode and, and you don't understand why other people like it, I don't know something. There's something not connecting. Right. It, it, I, I just, how would you make that argument? I just, can anyone I, I conceive don't... Hang on, so someone said, like... did someone on EFAP really just say there may be problems, but it's so emotional? So someone you've got to understand from having watched us, and I don't know why this has to be repeated over and over again. Blood armor, has it been acknowledged? Yes. Is it a problem? Yes. So the scene's broken? No. We've got loads it's of old. other threads. We have to talk about yeah, every like, thread, not... not just whether exactly. or not there's plot armor. That is not the only it isn't thread. It's simple. 
It isn't as simple as there is an aspect that is flawed in some way, therefore fucked. This is not We've how it works. We've never been advocates that if you can find one problem in a scene, the scene's done. That's not how it works. Um, and this scene has an well, incredibly in large amount of things happening right now. Well, much the same way that when we're talking about how stuff is working, there are degrees to which a scene works. Something can be good, and something can be great, and something can be, like, amazing, depending on the variables at play, how well it's executed. Like, it's not a sim- it's not a binary here. Yeah, because- good and bad. What causes an event- Totally fine or fucked. So this is a good example, actually. Everybody, pretty much everybody, absolutely adores the payoff that Vader chooses his son over the Emperor. But then if someone says, yeah, but the fucking Jabba the Hutt scene at the beginning, man, it made no sense. Like, okay. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Like, sure. But... That's true. But that's a different thread. I'm talking about what these characters have said and done and how that relates. There's through lines there. Plot armor doesn't actually get in the way of a character's thoughts, feelings, and actions, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it's a separate it's, track. Uh, it, it's, it's always a track that's important. Of... Still. Well, it's, it's, it's the idea that plot, plot doesn't necessarily... Like, a problem with a plot, a plot problem doesn't necessarily uh result in a character problem yes it depends we talked about like that with a suicide squad there's a lot suicide of plot problems a great example. but they don't yeah. uh, affect the character motivations very much at all but they whereas can... endgame the mm -hmm. plot problems seep into the decisions that the characters make yeah. about what they're going to do and how they're going to do it like it's it's uh it's not the way in which problems affect other aspects of a show is complicated. That's the whole point of the discussion, right? Like, you have the discussion to try and figure these things out. Well, a lot of the time, it's like someone will have a scene they like, like a writer will have a scene they want, and they will take a path to get there that's like profoundly against the previously established characters or requiring like a an absurd coincidence or something like that. I mean, the, the like, what are the plot holes here? It's like, basically if if deckard hadn't grabbed vi by the neck we would be fine like okay i like we can all acknowledge right like okay vi could have died there and 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 didn't mm -hmm. but i i don't see that action scene as as being plot armor tier at least not when compared with other action scenes i mean she's I mean, easy for the most part just getting her ass kicked makes splits it's just really inconsequential that I, I'm happy to call. I'm happy to call it consequential. I just want to split it and be like, so that event is not very well constructed compared to the others that are very well constructed adjacent to it. The fix well, I would suggest is that he barges her when she's in midair, uh, add well, a little yeah. bit of speed to it as well, so that she doesn't expect it, and she gets flung across, and then realizes there's no fucking way I'm beating this guy. I get it's I really impactful to have her grabbed in midair, and I get why they chose to do it. The problem is that I don't think the audience has enough reason to think he wouldn't have killed her there and then. Um, yeah. However, that's... Yeah, I don't understand what, what... You know when Mandalorian is shot at, and every single fucking shot out of, like, a hundred hit his armor? It's like, that's one instance every time. However, could that happen in the show, and the show still be considered pretty great by me? It's like, actually, yes. Uh, of course. That's what I'm... Yeah. The thing is, Mando, yeah. and Batwoman, and all these other things, they don't have anything happening for character. If anything, it's assassinating somebody, or giving the kind of characterization that's like, I don't like droids. I kind of like droids now. Like, what? In yeah, incredibly <laughs> thin. In incredibly thin compared to what we've been doing here, where we've been deliberately building up over the course of three episodes, and we'll continue to pay off for the next six episodes, a mm -hmm. thread about, or just a specific character, con like, inner conflict, <clears throat> a 
path, a journey that's being set up, the flaws all feeding into their actions and, and then the consequences and how they feed into it even further. It's just impressive character writing. And I mean, yeah, you can cite plot armor, but what does the plot armor have to do with specifically the decisions that the characters are making? Yeah, the or character how writing. To the situation as it arises. Character writing is still present and to be praised or criticized, irrelevant of the plot armor, but then they're all under the umbrella of writing, storytelling, if you will. Uh, unfortunately, Theo's already mentioned this. This is something that many bigger writers just don't really care about. Even the ones that I love don't really care about plot armor a lot of the time. They just let it go. Um, so we'll highlight it, but we cannot ignore all of the praiseworthy elements of the writing here as well. We can have both. Yep. I don't see... We, we're going to Stannis Baratheon this shit. A good deed doesn't wash out the bad, nor the bad the good. Mm. Now, yeah, um... Like I, 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 I wouldn't call it a perfect episode, right? But it, it's it's doing some amazing stuff. And, like, like the, the fact that, you know, Vi got grabbed by the neck and didn't die, I, I don't know. It, we're reaching it, some it, incredible it, highs in terms of it, character writing here. Yeah, it feels a little desperate yes. to me because a lot of the time when you try and bring a show down to like one to three tier, we've gone over like thousand floors. Meanwhile, with this show, we've highlighted, a, I, I want to say, what, five to ten compared to how long it's taken us to praise everything that we've found to praise. Mm -hmm. um, continuity is pretty good right now, as far as I'm concerned for this show. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever sat down and given a serious analysis to something and not found any flaws. So, like, if you're setting the barrier of, like, oh, well, it's dog shit if I can find an error, well, then everything's dog shit. Well, I mean, literally we, everything would be dog shit. Well, there's something to be said, though, as well about, like, flaw. It could be that there's a scene where you think you might have been able to do it in a different way that could have yielded better results. Like, it's it's hard not to think about any story where you can think about minor tweaks that can just be changes like it, i i don't know what it means for something to be perfect as a story you know um it always feels like there's a discussion to be had about the choices that you didn't make or things that could have been tweaked or made more expeditious or could have been expanded it's um I, i'm not interested in per like perfection though when we're talking about uh storytelling i'm interested in seeing like the highs that you can hit and how well you can uh avoid the trappings that uh, a lot of other stories can fall into. I mean, in this case, it's, it's just really bold storytelling, it, like, executed very well. Agreed. We are at the point of watching a child have a mental breakdown because they've killed many people they love. Yeah. Yep. That's and rough. Disappointed her sister, her hero. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the... it's worse than her being ineffective. She is very effective in the complete opposite direction, which mm -hmm. is her nightmare, mm -hmm. I would argue. Yep. Yeah. Her I, first I successful be... bomb killed her friends. I, I would be surprised. Yeah. Go for it. I, I, I would be surprised if I could find 10 scenes in the history of film that affected me as much as this. Like, maybe. Oh but I, I, don't, I, I don't think so. <laughs> that, I, yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, and she's just, she's repeated a few times, I, I told you to stay away, and then she keeps saying, Vi, please, and what's happening here, as far as I'm concerned, is Auda needs someone right now, because she knows yeah. what she's done. Mm -hmm. Needs help. Um, <laughs> but this is no time to be asking Vi for emotional support. You're not gonna get it here. It's Vi herself. It's currently Could dealing use some with right now. <laughs> exactly. Even though, like, 
it, it, care for powder is still in there, like the look of horror on Vi's face as she looks at powder's blood on her hand after like powder's nose yeah. bleeds onto it, and then she compares that to this... her bloodied knuckles. Dude, every yeah. every piece, frame, <laughs> dare I say, I have something to say. This is the finally we've done it, everyone. <laughs> we've reached something that I can do that with. Um, Yay. punches her down, shocked, scared, and then the desperation. You, yeah, why did you leave me? If you had had me with you the whole time, <laughs> Look at her face. this wouldn't have happened. Why did you leave me? Like, it's like we're drawing it back further and further. The fault mm. is with you for having decided to come here. No, the fault's with you for having not let me come with you. I wouldn't have done this if you had let me come with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When it's We're just getting like a bit more to a base problem here, aren't we? And like the thing is coming. Back. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's an there's like an irreconcilable conflict that exists like present within the souls of the characters, and it's like if it didn't play out like this, it would have played out some other way. But it it, it it's kind of like um a lot of times when you look at really good writing, you can see like the the seeds of what's going to come in the future absolutely present early on. Um, and I, I think this is one of those cases. Like the, you, you can see lesser versions of this playing out beforehand, um, and it just—I don't know—it all fits together well, perfectly. I think uh, when we talk about really powerful moments in stories, a lot of the time it is the door has been closed. There is no going back. There is only the path forward. There is no return to the normal that we established at the beginning. There is no going back. Like this is a pivotal. This mm. we are we are progressing from this point onward. The decision cannot be undone. The consequences can't be undone. We have to grapple with them. There's a change. We're moving forward with that change. Um, it's important. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, she just basically killed her family. <laughs> like, one well, and, and, and yeah, their no, family. No, That's the thing. Yeah, and knowing that there are going to be many episodes going forward, the immediate thought is, well, there's so many places we can go from here with this having been established. Well, what's in their future something that just hits hard is the she's still absolutely tumbling when she's on the floor and we're, we're like yeah. trying to sort of acknowledge that understand what she's saying. and before you can even she's, her fucking jaw is grabbed by vi which is like jesus yeah. like yeah she's furious even like after the bit i mentioned with you know looking at the blood in her hand when she looks back to powder like just look at her she's expression still angry. Again. yeah fuming and, like... well she's answering her why did you leave me because you're a jinx you're gonna fuck everything up mm. and you did and it's mm. like oh shit man you've just confirmed yeah. your greatest insecurities at a yeah, point yeah. where she's the because most vulnerable you're a jinx, milo was yeah. right yeah. and it, it 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 it's also like um like i said quite realistic i mean like children who are orphaned in particular struggle with feelings of abandonment and inadequacy those are like two of the main things that you would expect so like it's not even that it's just this is her character. It's like if we had no idea of her character, we only knew her circumstances. It would imply this, <laughs> it's like remarkably well written. Um, I was got this kind of uh, I guess in a way mirrors the earlier little bit when uh, Vanda had Silco by the throat. Yeah, it's a it's a parallel everyone likes to highlight at this point. So it would be wrong of us not to. Um. That'll become more important, I think, when we learn more about the relationship between two people in particular. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, but but yeah, lots of stuff's being done, and then this, the anger has all come out. 
Uh, powder's barely even able to say particular words, and then blood starts coming out of her nose from the punch. Yeah. Which gets on Vi's hand. Just flooding with tears as well, which is enough to make her realize. Hmm. But, like, you can't uh, at all blame Vi for having this reaction. How could you not? And it's just like, yeah, but Absolutely she's so not. young. It's like, Powder yeah, but. just killed everyone. Vi's yeah. pretty young, too, you know? Yeah, Vi's like. Yeah. Yeah. When, um, I, I would guess Vi's about 13 or 14, and Powder's yeah. like maybe nine. Something like that. Yeah, um, it was it was kind of weird because I think I've, I spotted a few people in the chat say that like it was contrary to Violet's character to strike Powder because like <laughs> oh she loved her daughter, loved her sister and everything like that. But it's like come the fuck on, Powder just killed all of her friends. Not to mention Vi, you know, based on like you know the subtleties and how she was dealing with Milo constantly saying that you know Powder was bad luck. As much as she would like you know shut milo up there was also just the part where she wasn't exactly disagreeing with him either but you know she just she would just shrug it off because she would just keep trying to boost powder up with enough patience powder will overcome it so it's not yeah. like oh she completely disagreed with milo or anything like that she just was shielding powder and just not you <clears> know <throat> saying like yeah you need to work on being better luck your powder but you know so it all just kind of bubbled over when it was when it's what got her friends killed and that was just it was it was insanely good you know just subtle acting and how that turned out so someone said this isn't luke skywalker this is a reasonable lapse of judgment this is what we needed to justify what you wanted to do to luke skywalker you have to work incredibly hard you have to create a scenario because if you just said vi is going to violently intentionally punch powder in the fucking face i'd be like yeah okay uh i hope you don't fucking have that happen but when you have all of these events, you're like, right, yeah. Um, People making complaints along the line of, you know, it's out of her character to do that. I'd like to see you keep it together when your younger sibling comes to you and says, comes to you responsible for killing your entire adopted family, essentially. Like, just... It's like being, imagine being in a house and like the the house gets hit with like three bullets and your family dies and you walk outside and see your sister. I mean, like that's basically what just happened. <laughs> Rough. Um, what a visual. And this is the thing, yeah. you know, like, could you make a scenario that leads to what we saw in TLJ? And it's like, I, I think we've said historically, it's like, it's going to be really fucking hard to get to that point. you could. It'd be really Theoretically hard, possible, yeah. Just, you, there's there's a lot of... to say he had a bad dream. No. <laughs> you have yeah. to give us the context for that, otherwise you may as well just show a different character. I don't see what the point is of, of trying to call that guy Luke. Clearly Jake. Here we go. Hurting a child is out of character for Vi regardless of the reason. Vi is a fucking yeah. hothead. Just shut the fuck Vi up. Vi is a <laughs> hothead. And... The, I'm sorry, the effort they put in. So this reaction particularly, this to me is two very specific emotional states fighting each other at once. I'm incredibly mm -hmm. angry. I can't be mm -hmm. here because I'm hurting someone I love. Yeah. So just walks away. Not too far she away, does actually. Possibly one of the most mature things down. possible removes herself from the situation because she's out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, detail. that's not... Like, that's just not what Powder needs right now. I think you're about to highlight the same thing that I spotted when I watched it with Is Rags. It powder? Yeah. yeah. Should we, should we like, let them see it first? Sure. 
so this on screen. this one moment here that's for I'll get the right loop so that we can but uh yeah rags is the latest person I watched it with so it's like one of the last playthroughs and I was just staring at it and I was like how the fuck did I miss this so many times it's quite quick but there it is can you think of what we're gonna highlight you no, no, but yeah. I could see why you might. Uh, I think that's probably why I might have missed it because the focus switches to the goggles. Oh, yeah. it's the it's it's powdered cowers. How to think she she's going to be hit gonna again? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, she thinks she's going to get hit again. Yeah, I remember that. That's um, fucked up, dude. Damn, she, uh, she's begging for her to help her, and she still believes though that she could get hit at any moment. You've traumatized the child at that point. Yes. Excellent fucking work, because that is so Damn. easily missed. Just in the background, blurred out while the focus is on the goggles. Also, I do believe that those goggles are on Violet's character in League of Legends. Oh. They are. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Good shit. <laughs> Excellent shit. Um, yeah, she walks off and sits down uh, in like a tunneled area and I think it's just a matter of Vias trying to calm down because she's got a responsibility and that is for Powder, which by yeah. the way the last thing Vanda told her Yeah. But how fucking hard is it to keep all Take of that in your head alongside the person who killed them all mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. look at that oh, fucking that image shot. Look, look at that, that shot, look at it <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. Oh. God damn! <laughs> Begging her to come back. Yep. Stop with her age. Nobody, but a saint, could deal with that. I, I, I. This thing. I don't think Vi needs to be that young to justify that response. You could be. But when yeah. you, but you just would react that way, most likely. And she's a bit of a hothead as well. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say exactly. You, she has been established as an impulsive hothead, and Vander's been the one to keep her, you know, in check. He's dead now. Yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, it's also kind of funny that. <clears throat> I was going like, to say quickly about plot armor. You don't have to be that age, but you have to consider it because it's a part of the character at this point. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's somewhat amusing that people are complaining about plot armor in an episode where, like, basically the the most conceivably bad things that could happen all happen. <laughs> I know. It, like half the cast just died. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking about plot armor because another she one didn't die in the process. She, she's beat half to shit right now, basically contemplating either whether to beat the shit out of her sister or go sit next to a building and wait to die. <laughs> We're talking about blood armor. I mean, I'm more, I, like I'm telling people, I can acknowledge it, but it's not the only thing happening. So what do you want us to do? Keep talking about plot armor? Like, I don't understand. It's been talked about. It's done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, as I believe, she, like... Oh, ahead. no, sorry. I was just going to say... Oh, it. So powder... <laughs> Okay, no, sorry. So, uh, yeah, Powder um, is, like, really, this is basically her last scene, and it's done a stellar job. Apparently, uh, Mia Sinclair, who played Powder, was 10 years old at the time of filming No this. way. Yeah, that's, I saw it on a, uh, in a little interview. He did this at was, age uh, 10? 
absolutely yeah. fucking killed. That's what I thought it was an adult that did her voice because I was so convinced yeah. that it's like yeah. you don't get that well, kind of performance out of a child. You keep mm -hmm. on voice acting. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep you, 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 well. You got a pretty damn good start there. Next opportunity I got, I was gonna just make a note quickly of how the voice actors were absolutely killing it. Mm -hmm. Ten, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially this moment I've got on a loop where yeah, begging for Violet to come back, and the screams for Violet are like disjointed at some certain points like she's an unstable bag but at the same time a desperation that I want any of this to happen and then a fear of mm. Violet it's so hard yeah. to deliver that in a performance but I think she does it yeah she does really good and like there's her abandonment issues coming back again she's just freaking the fuck out she yeah. just does not know what to do the last that's, thing she probably her. wants right now is Vi to walk away yeah then just from this, it's coming in exactly where we just saw Powder come in, Silco. And Silco. Silco. Which, uh, again, I don't think this is arbitrary. Of course, he would have wanted to see where Vanda blew out the back of the, the building. But why yep. not go mm. see what happened? Is he yeah. dead? Yeah, he's dead. Which, uh... Alright, well, we gotta talk about more, because this is... <laughs> There's more things that happen. <laughs> not, done not done yet, not done yet. Silco finds her, and he's still pretty fucking furious, and he has plenty of reasons to be considering who he is and what's just happened. He sees Powder just crying her eyes out, and he, like, readies his, uh, dagger. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, just, like, yeah, fucking kill one of Vanda's daughters, the former Seven revenge. Absolutely. Not even just Blood that, but it'll, shit. it'll hurt Vanda, because I don't even know that he's looked at, uh, acknowledged Vanda's corpse yet. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, Violet starts to spot it. Again, look at that fucking imagery. Oh my good old gaggle yeah. god. <laughs> know what they're doing. Yeah, so despite being absolutely fucking furious with her, enough to hit her, she still clearly loves her because she's about to run straight back to that oh, yeah. and stop Silco. Again, it's a matter of she removed herself from the situation because she's in danger of hurting Powder more. She needs time to calm back down. We're talking probably minutes. She would go get her. She's in mm -hmm. range of her, she can see her. Uh, Marcus is, however, in the area, as we know. And he sees this as an opportunity to save a life. Uh, so, yeah. Which isn't hard to... Well, because he's running into certain death here. Yeah, and I'm not going to yeah. need to cite like future episodes to justify this. The character clearly feels intense guilt regarding the people who have died with his deal. Marcus, so, he's, a, he's a complicated one, that one. And he specifically says, you go over there, they'll kill you. So he's, as far as he's concerned, he's saving her. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Someone in chat just said, for his own credit? I'm not sure, so he's not getting any credit, credit? for this. He's not getting anything for what this. What does he get out of this? As we know from episode yeah. 4 and 5, he's not getting credit for this. This is a Marcus, Marcus makes this decision because he believes he's saving someone's life when she, she could just be another trencher who's killed in amongst all of this. Yeah. Essentially, fact, he only is responsible for a lot of death already. Yeah, this the is a problem for him. If anything, it's a problem for him, yeah. But Marcus is already now complicated. Not just not okay, a giant but... penis. Yeah, he was nothing but a penis up until now, and now he's like, he's actually trying to but save a life just out of just repentance for the shit that he's he just caused. Unfortunately, 
All Powder's gonna know is Vi left, didn't come back. Never came yep. back. He gets the credit of mm -hmm. capturing the terrorist who bombed Piltover. Her name and record are scrubbed. I don't think he uses her that way. Yeah, I think he just gets uh, thrown She's into... She's not on fire. What, what's the place called? There's water no record or something. of crimes. Stillwater. And Stillwater, and everyone thinks she's dead. Caitlin specifically says that there's no record of her crimes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Just What's a happening? funny commented chat. That's all. Um. <laughs> With Sherry or no? Nah, it's okay. Let's move on. Uh... I love this image as well. It's to me, it was the bad guys are like, oh, that was rough. We need to like, <laughs> you know, and they're trying to recover. Even the big dudes holding Savika. It's just like that's a huge. Hang on, hang on. That's a huge plot hole that she didn't get tried for their crime. She's in prison for seven or nine years, whatever the time frame is. What do you mean didn't get uh, tried for the crime? Months. She's not even known to be the one that did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but she's in prison for six months. The not only like several years. The only person alive who could like six months. What? Oh, she's in I prison. think it was six months? Six, seven years, isn't it? Was no, it six? she's okay. like, this whole time I don't remember exactly. <laughs> I don't remember exactly the number. I'm pretty sure it'll come up Well, later. I would argue she needs to be in prison the whole time, otherwise she would have gotten to powder. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the entire point. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, to me, it was just like the, the bad guys are also licking their wounds like, fuck, that was a nightmare. Like, it's not just for the good guys. Like, the whole thing was a fucking mess. But, uh... Yeah. Now they're all pretty curious. Uh, Silco hides the knife. I think, isn't he like, he's, he's a little bit distant at first, just like, what's wrong, little girl? Where's your sister? Yeah. Where's your sister? Because I don't have a sister, right? Yeah, she says, she left me. She is not my sister anymore. That's all after and the, then... the interesting thing. <laughs> Yeah, she what, fucking him? tackles him like she, yeah. she just has to hug somebody oh, well, right dude, now, and she hugs. Do you, do you need more of an overt example of her abandonment issues? She's literally hugging yeah. onto the next person <laughs> she sees. Yeah, mm -hmm. the very next person that spoke to her. Yeah. yeah. And all the bad guys are literally like, "What is happening? <laughs> what is going on here?" Because of mm. course, and I really bizarre. Good. Just uh, it's uh, a, someone... a bizarre scenario because they know that. Like, the plan was to kill this girl. What is happening? She's jumping onto you. Like, what? And even Silco, he's so, more shocked than ever. He's shocked. And then yeah. his expression... And I, I, I love the expression on him as he's basically piecing this together. He looks up and sees Vander's corpse nearby and then looks back to Powder and then, like, the words that she says, she's not my sister anymore, really kind of resonates with him. Oh, completely, as yeah. He, mm. As he looks back down to her, like, oh my god, Vander fucking left me, and now Vi left her. Oh shit, we're kind of similar in that regard, but rather than resorting to saying, oh, we're the same, you and I, or anything <laughs> like that, no, he just brings his arms around her, very reluctantly, expression. and then hugs her back, and says, it's okay. We'll show them. We'll show them all. Oh yeah, he, he connects to her immediately. And they even do a thing of, like, he raises his arm. I don't know if anybody thought for a second he was going to do anything other than put it on her. I was, I was just like, oh yeah. But I guess it's still... It's a, it's a big decision for him, personally, to be making. That he's going to take yeah, her Yeah, it in. is a very, very powerful show-don't-tell thing. Hmm. People in chat earlier were, um, they took issue with uh, uh, Powder 
saying that Vi wasn't her sister that quickly. Kind of interesting. I don't have any issue with that, considering the scenario. It's yeah. Which got abandoned. It's it's a very <laughs> deeply disturbed child who just went through like the world's most fucked up event. <laughs> She's in yeah, and she she really does believe. State. She really does believe that Vi has just left. Like she's done and she's gone. Yeah. Um, and yet, yeah, if you keep in mind, it may not have been this enormously sort of philosophically beated out position she holds at this moment, but it certainly is going to be if Vi doesn't turn up within the next day, week. Yeah. Year. Obviously, you can still reach powder, uh, potentially. This is just... All we're being shown here is that one one possibility as a result of these, these things has happened. Um, and it's such a shock. Like, all of it's such a shock, because you're just like, I don't remember stories doing this. I and you, you sort of realize, because I think I, I said this to Fringy after um, having watched it with another friend, I was just like, it's making me lament storytelling. This is one of many cool things that we can do. When I say many, I'm talking trillions upon trillions, okay? Like, <laughs> stories have the potential to do all kinds of stuff that can make us talk about this for days on end. We end up instead, look at all the Disney TV shows that have come out. Fucking hell. <laughs> like the, I'm trying to think, like, WandaVision. The best moment in that whole show was that one thing that Vision said to Wanda in a flashback. It was like, grief is love persevering or something like that. You have to talk about that for about five minutes. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Good line. And it, it follows from what? They've been through and Vision's understanding of humanity, I guess. It's like, anything else? Well, a few bits and pieces here and there. Jokes. Uh, an idea that looked kind of cool. And that's like the best one. Fucking Falcon the Winter Soldier is a nightmare. Loki just destroys everything. Um, yeah. And then, like, dare I even mention Book of Boba Fett, which is not a story at all. Oh. <laughs> I'm being told to make you play the fade out of the episode because the way it oh well, uh, we're not there fades yet. out is like Silco's eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting it's a good, uh, good bit of imagery, but yeah, we're getting there. Logical. Um, really I was going to say because that skips over. First of all, look at that menacing Silco face when after he puts his arm, both arms around her, like it's such a, it's you and me against the fucking world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the softest the we've ever well. actually seen him before. Like, um, he, you're not thinking like, oh, there's some fucking... Yeah, the the uh, the eye had <laughs> a little bit of foreshadowing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's the last shot of powder, arguably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the, the way this show fades out, I'll try and... I guess we'll just... Play it until it gets to that point with the shield up i know this this stream is going to take a while for me to get <laughs> uploaded again we are going to be hit at least with like three different things but i want to save the visuals there's so much to show unlike a lot of the things we've covered necessarily the like a lot of the praise we've had comes from the way things are shown to be and you remember how we were talking about how um the starting tune is like really jarring in uh in its tone and everything like that uh this is the complete opposite i would say that this song that plays uh goodbye 
Uh, it. it's it, they nailed it and they let it and then they let it go right into credits and then it just doesn't stop or anything like that. And I really got to praise the show for not going for a um, like a a standard uh, mandated ending theme, you know, because then <laughs> yeah. it could have easily just been one that would just ruin the whole it, it would ruin the tone here. And I think Full Metal Alchemist had this problem, and I think everybody would could remember like it was the um, it was the it was the the infamous scene. The I'm I'm having trouble with it, but <laughs> what what happened was it was the uh, the Chimera scene. That's what the Chimera scene. Everybody knows oh, what I'm talking about. The yeah. Chimera scene happens. It ends on an extremely like sad note and everything like that. And all of a sudden, it kicks in the J-pop. Yeah, it's like oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! Ah, it was Anime so jarring. Be like that sometimes. Yeah, well, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. Well, without, but then here's Arcane not ruining the moment at all. Without spoiling anything. Um... Funnily enough, Theo and Fringy both haven't experienced a particular episode of Buffy the way that it's supposed to be, or was intended to be, because I cut the intro out. It is so horrible. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it might be the worst <laughs> example. It's worse than Arcane as far as I'm concerned. It is so fucking oh, rude to play I, that intro after what's happened. I can only imagine <laughs> how unbelievable that shit would be. I think like, rude is the right word. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah, and, and offensive. I would probably say having yeah. the knowledge that even the creator didn't want it there, but legally you got to. So he tried to like work it in. <laughs> I'm just like, can you please like change the oh, goddamn man. track, if anything? Because <laughs> that show gets really dark as it progresses, but it keeps its goofy fucking intro throughout the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, people like it. I don't know why. They're lying. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> um, now, let me propose something radical here. We're almost at seven hours. We've got Super Chats to deal with, and we're only at episode three, which I think... So part one! I did! I was true! I think it dovetails nicely to have the first three episodes package. Um... And some people yeah. are saying, like, so there's going to be three episodes. It's like, I think we may be able to get through all six in a second part. Maybe. I don't know. I, uh, I would say I so. I would say so. It was just, there was so much buildup up to this work. point. Yeah. And it just mm. blew up, you know? I mean, I've, really I've thoroughly... Last seven hours went quick for me. I thoroughly enjoyed talking about this show, because I really do like it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I have, like, three words for this, just quickly. League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> this is the League of Legends animated series. I, I need to like, keep reminding myself and others of that because I find it so well, fucking funny. You know what? I feel like there may be at least one or two people in chat who be like, wait, so you're not going to talk about the rest? Like, I might just watch the show now. We've given you in-depth, hardcore coverage of the... I guess it's, it's not a spoiler to say that's the end of this era. The show skips forward now by... The seven years did everyone like six or seven years, steps, yeah, step, okay. something like that. You move seven years forward, which uh, <laughs> it's like the reverse TLJ. TLJ skips, or rather, the sequel trilogy. They skipped over all of the events we needed to see to understand the future ones. This show basically <laughs> gives you all of the things you needed to see so that they can skip seven years and you can draw on mm -hmm. like you know what would have filled those gaps for the most part. Uh, that's how mm -hmm. it works. So can I can I bring something up quickly? Because I remember there was something I wanted to mention at the ahead. end of the episode. Well, I guess I should ask first. 
Is it okay to talk about Warwick? Uh, I think now, yeah, because it's it, we're in spec. You you got the ending for that's the end of Vanda's story as we know him. Speculation okay. involves the assumption. Yeah, go ahead. There's a thing I need to go and find. Uh, it was just after Vanda and Silco's conversation. I noticed this the most recent time I watched through the show, and like I'm fairly confident in this one now. Um, just after Vanda and Silco's conversation, when Silco's walking away and Vanda's being uh, dragged towards the chair, there is a, a specific musical cue. Um, have you played against Warwick since he got reworked, Walla? Well, even if I have, I'm I not haven't. going to have absorbed that. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> okay. Do you, rework you know how Warwick? his blood hunt mechanic works, though, right? The thing where he like senses when you're low on HP and stuff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of remember. Okay. That, yeah. So I'm well, sorry. This you're is gonna have to explain to it across. for other people anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So Warwick, Warwick's a big werewolf man. He has a mechanic where he can sense characters that are low on health, and he will like get move speed towards them and stuff. But that's unimportant. The important part is that while a character is low health and Warwick is sensing them, they get this foreboding music playing, uh, in their game for as long as that persists. That music batch, uh, matches up almost beat for beat with the music of playing when Vanda's being dragged off towards the chair. Oh. Well... Which is... That's a yeah. pull. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there um, speculation that Vanda is Warwick? It's, uh, it's, I would argue it's all it's but much, confirmed. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's in-game dialogue that uh, Warwick has that you'd only assume Vanda would have. Um, mm. It's non-specific it enough to leave it up in the air, but one thing I didn't mention in his intro scene, which uh, I think Theo was the one that actually let me know because I didn't even realize when I first watched it, but when he sits down and, and ma everyone makes it clear that they would defend him in a fight, uh, the girl he's talking to says, oh, so you're Vander, the Hound of the Underground. Mm. Hound! Yeah, I don't... Uh, the yeah. Hound. <laughs> did, um, did anybody play League of Legends back in the day and read the League of Legends lore before the lore rework? I did. Yeah, did. <laughs> what, what, what was your impression of it? Uh, I thought it was a really interesting setup, but I sympathize with the writers and why they changed it, if you know what I mean. I was sad to see the old lore setup go because it was pretty unique and I'd never seen anything really like it, and I liked that it grounded the game within the lore. Yeah. I, I, I read some of it. I, I thought it was pretty bad. And I like mean, at, a lot of the character stories were, mm -hmm. yeah. Like I like if if you wanna if you wanna try not to cringe compilation, go read Chico's initial lore. And if you don't cringe, <laughs> I don't. You're lying. Um, but like I, I I'm just imagining going back in time, and like I'm sitting there like reading the League Wikipedia, like reading the lore, and then like myself from the future shows up, and it's like, hey, by the way. One of the best TV shows you'll ever see is based on these characters. <laughs> I would have bet against it a million to one, literally a million to one. It's like no, no, no. Yeah, no. Like, you're being, you're being, you're being ridiculous. You're, that, that, that's that's silly. There's no way. That character like, writing well, was nowhere near as developed back then. But I, again, yeah, it's like it was the basic premise of the setting that I liked because I thought that was fairly interesting. Uh, in terms of characters, they have got much better 
Someone in chat said it has been confirmed. I don't want to speak on that anymore because I have no idea. Theo, has, is it, it is has, it just true or is it still... It has not been explicitly confirmed. That is not true. It is all but confirmed, but it has not been confirmed. All that right. music I was talking about, by the way, Warwick's Bloodhunt music, played in the tiny mini teaser they put out for Season 2. Uh, so, I think he's coming. I, there's another clue in the show that he might be coming. <laughs> I would yeah, argue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think... It makes the most sense to um, do some more super. And, well, the only thing I'll say is that uh, will will a lot of you be free next week to do part two? Of I will make it happen. Oh wait, metal isn't. Yeah, I I won't metal be. I'm doing well. Fortunately, IRL birthday stuff. Fortunately, okay, so wait, what's fortunate? Uh, if you if, if metal has done the whole Forge episode talking about the whole show, that's <laughs> true. You want to know what he thinks about the rest of it? True. Um. But yeah. Well, because we'll probably that'll that'll be the plan now. Um, yeah. Don't 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 wait on me. It's 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 all good. I will um, do my best. Okay. Uh. Well, because this thing, if if everyone can't make it, I'll move it to a different time, I suppose. But how how? What about you, Theo and Duma? Oh yeah. I mean, I don't uh, I don't have a life, so whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> presently think of a reason I wouldn't be able to make it. I'll let you know, but it's probably right. yes. And I will say. We took this long, and Rags wasn't actually here. So imagine, like, <laughs> like next time when he is here, I'll just be like, "Well, I think it's almost like trading maybe. metal for Rags, I suppose." Maybe I'll be here for round three. <laughs> I wouldn't. If we uh, completed episode six at seven hours, I would be like, "Yeah, okay, we'll split it to three. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, we'll it's a nice split as well at the end of six. So you know, they did that on purpose, <laughs> I think. Um, Act one, two, three. So, uh, yes. Someone, someone in chat said it's not that bad. Do you, do you want me to read Shaka's initial lore? Just the first sentence. Oh boy. First sentence. Oh, let's go, go for it. I want to. I want to hear it. All right. They say that death isn't funny. It isn't unless you're Shaco. He is Valoran's first fully functional homicidal comic. He jests until someone dies and then he laughs. Oh man. That's great. Wow. What what a does. character. He jests until someone. Dies and then he laughs. He jests until someone dies and then he laughs. I can keep reading, but it doesn't get better. Whatever you do, don't tell him you missed the punchline. Oh god. <laughs> oh, that's, Ew. That's awful. Oh boy. Terrible. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's it's this now. It it's now it's this show. What the fuck? How? I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. I just it, well, yeah. So um, obviously, this is going to be where we move into super chance. So if 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 any of you need to do life things or run off to the the caves of yesteryear or whatever, uh, you're welcome to right now if if you need. Tell you what, let me get a drink. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll be out here for like five, but I'll be back. Okay. What were you gonna say, Mel? Oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just chilling. I'm All just right, chilling. here we go. I'm not even gonna play a game this time because I'm very chill right now. Wow, feels weird, man. I don't, I wouldn't have called that seven hours have passed, but I guess they did. Same here, actually. Um, I'm clearly engaged in this show quite a bit. Good. Means my oh, brain yeah. is running, doing a little sprint. Where's I'm going? So pleased at how much there is to talk about. Yeah. Uh. To the point where 
uh, I don't even remember what hours Drinker came in on. Uh, it was somewhere in there, and he. <laughs> like, um, anyway, the first one says Molly are gay. Nice, beautiful. Yeah, so wait. Um, next one is: Are we absolutely sure that Aussies can cook bacon? Yes. <laughs> I feel like Fringy's gonna be the authority on this one. So if you want to counter him, you're gonna have to come up with some evidence. Cause... Wow, appeal to authority. What a cuck. Fringy's a good authority. He's a plague doctor, and he's Australian. Like okay, two whole fine. things. Right. Uh, I've been looking forward to this. I've seen a lot of people talking about how much they've wanted us to cover this for a long time. Hopefully it was everything you wanted us to be. Obviously it's only the first three episodes, but hey. <laughs> it works as a package. Uh, Disney was brave to make the book of boob and feet. Alright. <laughs> I don't know that they were brave. I don't know. <laughs> feel like it's the antithesis of brave. What? Isn't it funny that we would have considered it a really safe choice to make that show, and it ended up being, like, absolute garbage? Yeah. Because we assumed, like, yeah, you'll just kill people. Yeah. It's it's worse than Mando, as far as I'm concerned. I think that's... Because uh, at the beginning, I thought it was better. <laughs> I think that's fair. I just, like... My view of Boba is so fucked. I was, I was telling Fringy about this. Um, There's a reference from that season that I want to use for something else. And so I wrote, like, a note down... I described the quote to myself from Mando season. Th I, I think I wrote Mando season, and then I was like, "No, no, it's." Well, oh yeah, yeah. I I remember I wrote a tweet where I I wrote, um, "Don't tell Mauler I wasn't working on Mando episode <laughs> six, and then I caught myself while I was writing. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, no, it's Boba. And that's it's insane because I was like, "Well, it, uh, it's it's a Mando quote I want, but but in his episode." Yes, Boba's episodes. Because like, I was thinking in retrospect, like, will I be confused by that? It's a man, and I'm like, no, I think I'll understand. It's so fucking strange that they did this. <laughs> yeah. It's never gonna be not impressive <clears throat> to me how insane the degradation of Star Wars has been. Like, I've Mental. never seen a show, a series, manage or like a franchise, I guess, manage to like kill itself so hard so many times. It's very pleasing to watch. Hmm. Um, Lord Longbong of Mewbushlington Abbey. Have you given any more oh, thought to a Kong fap <laughs> of Peter Jackson's Long Kong? It'd be hilarious. Historic movie fap. And I'll show where... Wait, and it'll show where movies made with so much love can go good and bad. Oh, that sounds like a new thing they've added. There you go. I think so, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there'd be lots for us to talk about about Kong fap. But I'm also 31 now, so I could have just forgotten the other part. Mm-hmm. Um... Gilva Sanna deleted his channel yesterday. He used to upload video game music, primarily from Nintendo, to YouTube, but got a whole bunch mm. of copyright blocks, seemingly from Nintendo. We will miss you, Gilva Sanna. You are outstanding since 2010. I'll never forget you. Um, I hear there's a there's a wave coming in against anime YouTubers as well. Um, I'm not sure how about that one? true that is or not, but uh, I know that Nintendo was it, it. was it like 2010. Nintendo did a whole thing. Uh, I think it was about 2013, 2014, because I remember that. I remember that pretty well. That whole. They, the new system that they implemented personally for like how they were going to handle yeah. copyrights. It was just like Nintendo. And I think it was a year later or something when Nintendo basically had a thing where you had to sign up to their like YouTube yeah, network. Like a partner program or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you basically had your own MCN and then you had this system. So you basically. It's half, and then ha another half, and then, yeah. Yeah, to do Nintendo, to play Nintendo Oh, and I, th games. 
And I think you had to exclusively be a Nintendo channel too. I'm, I, I could be wrong on that, but I think in I order to get remember, in, you had yeah. to specifically cover Nintendo. I don't think that lasted very long though. No. Oh, well, I mean, it lasted a few years until Nintendo finally decided to, well, this isn't working. Yeah. Uh, someone mentioned, by the way, that uh, Riot put out tweets that confirmed it, but they ended up deleting them. Yo, I don't know if you know what uh, I, I got pinged in the Discord by someone saying that apparently when uh, a Riot was talking about the rework for Warwick and how Arcane influenced the voice lines they made for the character. Uh. So... Uh, <laughs> like, I suppose that's I'm still, still putting it in the territory yeah. of all but confirmed because nobody has explicitly. St <laughs> I would say that's all but confirmed. Yeah, that's what all but confirmed is used for. Basically, it's confirmed, yeah. but not really. There is no yeah. reason to assume anything else, and there's shitloads of reason to assume that he is. Mm -hmm. So whatever. Um, yeah, the, the Nintendo stuff is like this this weird thing again, where they just strike every everything down without mercy, but also don't provide a way to just listen to it on a streaming service from themselves. Like instead of just monetizing the YouTube videos that sh lo upload those uh, those songs, they just decide to nuke it all and send out like over three thousand copyright blocks. It's just. Damn. Uh, yeah, because to this day you can't listen to any of their OSTs anywhere. You can't, can, just can't buy them. <laughs> I can't remember if I have any Nintendo tracks in my uh, videos, but um, Rags, what's your Twitter? He uh got banned and never went back. Twitter, as far as I know, don't think he will That's go back. That's right. I finally catch you live, and I can't listen until I'm off work. Yes. Mola, will you move your streams to an alt platform like Odyssey? I know uh, if you're over like 500k subs, they just copy a YouTube library. Um, I think we talked about this. If I were banned on YouTube, there's a lot of things to consider about what my next move would be. Um, but I would mm -hmm. still want an archive, absolutely, and it might be Odyssey. I would just try and fi find out what the most viable one is. Yeah, there's like no way in hell you wouldn't be able to uh, do your format without it being archived. Um, yes. Oh, hi, you go Zaynas. That means, uh, Ragsun, good boy, get scritches. So, Rags isn't going to be saying hi to a lot of these. Um, I think you're just going to have to... Hi, okay, because I must... Have to just, just rotate everyone saying hi, you know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good. Um, did dude just say bleh, oh, belch as he burped? Right. Yeah, man, you must be new. That's his thing. <laughs> Welcome to EFAP. Yeah, Rags possibly have done that over a thousand times. I don't even know if that's a conservative estimate or not. I don't know. <laughs> um, all das beste zum Gubertstag, Moodle. Oh, Nakushan. Wings quote <laughs> of the day. I'm a 450 pound man that can barely walk. My life can't get much worse. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I just like that's the way how you decide to identify yourselves. That's what I am. I'm not well, gonna no, change it though. Quote, like, ready for a funny quote? My life sucks. Ha ha ha! Oh man. Damn, dude. Uh, bonus quote: I was in perfect health at almost 500 pounds. <laughs> yeah, sure you were. I'm I'm sure you were. <laughs> perfect Christ. health. Is 
500 is... What is, like, the human cap? Is it, like, 800 or something ridiculous like that? I know. <laughs> there have cap. been some oh, ridiculously boy, heavy people in the world. The cap um, of no when idea. you're so fat, you've lifted yourself off the ground where your feet can't even get there anymore. That sort of thing. It's kind of like the... I was going to say, like, the Wally people, but they're, they're See, like... That imagery is just really funny in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Wally people are, like, 350, 400, I think. I, I don't know. <laughs> Happy Green History Month, Fringy. Can you say time to drop an M bomb? If you want the goo, give me the give me the host job, double the money. Rags, where's my goo? <laughs> you, do you want to do all that? Or... <laughs> Wait, what am I meant to be doing? I'm well, they, well, I'll, I'll post you it. They want you to say this. Clearly, you're being memed. Okay. Uh oh. So I need to read this line out, basically. That's what it they want. It sounds to me like he wants a voice line for a meme, so you best put your heart into it, boy. <laughs> uh, okay. Time to drop an N-bomb if you want the goo. Give me the host job. Double the money. Rags, where's my goo? I guess in this story, wow. Rags has stolen Fringy's goo. Bastard. That's why we call it fan fiction. In order to celebrate your birthday medal, I'm giving Mola money. Aww. Oh, cool, a classic. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Today's animal of the day is the Magna Pina squid. Look. Magna Pina. It's the Bogfin squid, is what it's being corrected to. Magna Pina. That's terrifying and shouldn't exist. It looks like a fucking spaceship. What the fuck? Like most things have to see then. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like one of those creatures where you just, like, it, that's inspiring some horror thing in a movie, isn't it? Mm. Uh, like oh, you just know it's like some kind ARGs. of like Lovecraft that's saw dark. you and got really upset, and that's the extent of your existence. Mm -hmm. It's like stuff you see, it's like, that doesn't exist on Earth, that's bullshit. You're I lying. don't believe you. <laughs> Kick JJ the jet plane. Done. He kicked himself. Nice, good job. Proud of you. Love all characters in this show. Favorite moments are Echo vs. Should I like read these out or does it count as something we're trying to avoid? I don't know. I. Hmm. I'm allowed oh. to say it. Maybe going through spoilers, I'd say. Yeah, assume that people have seen the show if they're watching. I don't know. Maybe I can do it vague enough that anyone who's seen the show understands. But um, favorite moments are that fight on the bridge. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. the 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 conversation Jace and Victor have that parallels their first interaction. That's good enough. Probably get that that part. They like that. Yeah. And um, what is said after? You know. Um, basically, trope. Jesus Christ. The finale. Basically, the finale. Call it that. But yeah, those are all great moments, and we're going to talk about all of them. I'm excited to gush about the finale. I know, as you can see, Me too. it, oh, it took us like seven hours <laughs> to gush about just the first three episodes. It, you know, it's just normal. When, when yeah, you're I, to I joked that, that it would go that seconds. way. You did joke it would go that way. It did go that way. It yeah, did go that way. When you're having to pause <laughs> every couple of seconds boom. to account for character expressions, yeah, it tends to inflate. There's so many. And there's so many more. So, Funnily enough, when I yeah. was first 
clicked on to like collecting expressions. Obviously, that end ending of episode three was the main one, but most of them come from later episodes, not these ones. Hmm. Um, imagine like next week when my friends come over for for my birthday stuff, and it's like, yeah, yeah, you just do birthday. I just go to my bedroom and do EFAM. Sweet, sweet. Just go, just go out sometimes, get some more drinks. Like, you guys all right? Yeah, cool. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> just a thumbs up and disappear back in Yep, cool. <laughs> Who is your favorite character, and why is it not the Apex Chadet Ambassador Madada? Obviously, she's the only right choice, Uwu. Um, well, we can... Uwu, me, a piece of shit. We can well, we'll, each say we'll what our favorite characters are, right? Or, or no? Like, just the name? Oh, should we start that the end? Hmm, that is a great point I'd to make, I think people would be interested to know. I think Dumas has already implied who his favorite was at one point, but that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah we don't all have to, you know, give in like that. We can wait it out. We, yeah, I mean, I'm more than happy to... I think it's... I think wait it out. That can be a payoff for you in chat to find out who it is that we love the most out of all you of the... Yeah, and maybe we can <laughs> even... We can even kind of wrap it up with some of our biggest criticisms of the the show, because everybody else, because we've been praising it up until now. Why not? Yeah, we've done critical you know, stuff. Be fair. Yeah, well, sure, sure. But our personal biggest gripes. You, you know, we shlorm. go around. Shlorm. You know, slim slorm, slimbus. Well, yes, uh, you'll find out on either part two or three, if there's both <laughs> of those. Uh, Muller is just the where's my mummy kid from Doctor Who all grown up changed my mind and I can see why you'd think that it makes sense <laughs> uh, Sips from the mug very obnoxious Silco was amazing. It was so nice to see a villain that mm, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Every super every single one also, Super chats have not been that hard before. The artwork, music, voice acting were all top-notch. Hi to any and all guests. Oh, there you go. Oh, hello. Hi. Uh, also, love the mini backstory for different characters. The OST, not the songs, are also pretty damn good, too. I really like the OST. I, I'm also a fan of a lot of the song choices. Like I said, I, I either I like them or tolerate them. There was one that I sh that I I felt like I probably wouldn't have liked too much on its own until it was like, you know, d played during the scene itself. That just really made it happen. Mm -hmm. But we haven't gotten that far, so we'll get there later. May I? Is it is it episode seven? No. Uh, Vi gave Powder the old Fat Geralt special in episode three. Wow. <laughs> 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 it wasn't quite that level of epic, but you know. I recently had a dream where some retcon turned Darth Vader into the biggest asshole in the galaxy in relation to him telling Luke he was his dad and you guys were tearing it apart. It was weird. Mm -hmm. Turned him into an asshole in relation to him telling Luke he was his dad. He was kind of an ass in that scene. He chopped his hand off. But um, I'm not sure. Maybe they're talking about the Obi-Wan show. Who knows what we're going to get out of that. Does that excite you, Theo? Are you going to watch that one? Obi-Wan uh, and Darth Vader are going to be in it. Your favorites. Uh, <laughs> no, no more Star Wars. Kill it. You've seen <laughs> Kill it. Oh my God. Shit. 
Why are you so violent? Because Star Wars, good Star Wars content consists of two films and a game. And then the rest is shit. Uh, that's probably a hot take to someone in chat. You guys go ahead. Anyway, uh, it's better... <laughs> it's better than it has any right to be, is what somebody said that made me want to watch it. It's what everyone's saying, I think, because we yeah. base yeah. a lot of our expectations on production, creation, and connections for IPs, and I think everybody associates le League with cringe. They, they just tend to, in the same way that yeah. Fortnite has it now, and in the same way that the Rick and Morty fanbase had it, and still kind of has it. If they said... You know, a Rick and Morty movie's coming out, and everyone's like, okay. But then everyone starts saying, you need to see it. You'd be like, really? And it's like, you, you, you <laughs> need to see it. It's, it's that good. You'd be like, why? Okay. And yeah, I, I will say I was a victim of that, too. Uh, I put off watching Arcane for a while. Not, like, super deliberately, but I was just like, eh, I'll get around to it. I still remember, I was fucking shocked, Theo, that you were like, can you watch it so I can see what you think, please? I was like, what the fuck? Theo <laughs> 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 yeah, hates everything, list. usually. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's League of Legends content. Well, I had to think how weird it would be a Fortnite TV show. And uh, it's, like, amazing. And that's the thing. <laughs> we could end up in that reality. What if Fortisha, like, commissioned to make a Fortnite TV show and they end up making it this good? Forget about the Lego movie, right? The Lego movie, it's like, really? Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's an actual story. Someone had an idea for a story they wanted to tell. Absolutely. And it's really strong in terms of its connection to the brand, right? Like, the point that it's going for. It's a thing, because uh, I defend League of Legends a lot, both on the gameplay side and on other sides. Uh Mostly because I think regardless of what you think of the game, the stuff they put out around it, like the cinematics and some of the lore, is like, they haven't really missed yet, rather substantially, other than, I guess, a few cases in terms of character laws. But uh, even I was still expecting this to be garbage, because it's, it's a full-on TV show, not an animated short. That's a lot more of a burden to put on a studio, and that's a lot more writing that has to be done. And when you're not making a book, when you're animating something, that's so many more things that are having to work together. Yeah. Then they still pulled it out. Riot has Riot does not miss much when it comes to things around League of Legends. I, uh... Uh, Proxy Doug, Proxy Doug says Fortnite has some cool inventive events. It's not 100% cringe. Uh, yeah, I mean Fortnite is a it's a work of pure brilliance. To be honest with you. Still cringe. Because <laughs> that's the thing, cringe is, it's, it's, it's an element that can be put into anything. It can still be cringe and be mm -hmm. good. Spider-Man swinging is fun machine. in Fortnite. It legitimately is. Madness. My favorite part about the show is the other world seeping in, and this person and this person are my favorites. That is a fair choice, person who said that. As for world Very seeping nice. in, maybe we will talk about that as we talk about the uh, the only criticism I don't understand that I've seen so far is people saying the music is bad, but I thought whether you liked it or not, it fit the story really well. Really going to be up to the individuals, right? Like, mm. I don't know. <laughs> we will try it's and hash that out. Music. I'll try and highlight all of the significant songs and then ask what people think of them. Um, I, it doesn't bother me if you think that they don't fit, because I don't know. We'll try and take the conversation as far as we can, but it's, you know, it can only go so far.
Um, thoughts on analog horror? Do you have a favorite ARG? I think someone asked this oh, that's, before. That's a, that's a super topical question for me because I got super into that because I st uh, started watching uh, Nexpo and uh, the other people. And I watched one today, which was the Gemini home entertainment thingy. He did like a two and a half hour video about that. And that's, uh, that's like uh, super interesting stuff. So for people who don't know, ARGs are, uh, wait, what is it? Al alternate reality games. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's how you That was just it. my favorite sentence. Basically, for those who don't know, it's, wait, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just realized. I was so sure to just nail it immediately. And I was like, wait, shit, what was it? <laughs> uh, and uh, there, there's a lot of horror stuff in there. And it's pretty cool because they just uh, do it, for example, with found footage stuff. Or in the case of this uh, Gemini thing, uh, they do it with uh, found uh, found VHSs. So it's like survival guides, but they have like really weird stuff on it. And it's like aliens and they take over the world with fake humans. And yeah, there's some, some fun stuff out there. I don't know if I have a favorite one yet because the ones I've been seeing are still ongoing. Uh, but there's one from, uh, people probably know that guy, uh, Nathan Barnett. To get, uh, does that ring a bell to someone? No. Yeah, he's, he's one that's just called Dad. And that's like, like virtual reality and cyborgs and stuff. It's, uh, it's quite interesting. There's a lot of work put in. There's like really good ones out there. Uh. But yeah, it's, it's fun stuff. I just recently got into it, and I didn't even know that's a thing that existed. That's just out there online. Um, I don't know really anything about it, but it sounds like an interesting genre. I think you would dig it, because it's not like jump scare stuff. Like, it's just eerie, and the tone, the mood that's going on. And no, it's just I love flare, flare flashes. Flash, fear, fear, fear flashes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's mostly uh, mystery as well. So people just put clues together and see what was actually going on and theorizing. It's like a whole community. It's it's pretty neat. I didn't know it existed up until a little while ago. It's pretty pretty cool. Go go check out uh, Nexpo for example. He does like some really good videos on those where he goes through the different things. He also does like Twitter mis no Twitter Reddit mysteries and unsolved mysteries that are out there. Some some good stuff there. Wait. Um... As someone who doesn't know anything about League, I couldn't tell who were and weren't actual playable characters. So, um, that's actually something that Jay brought up when I was first watching the show with him. He was like, after the episode 3 was done, said, um, I'm guessing Clagger and Milo aren't in the game. I was like, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fair. <laughs> you know what? But Maybe not. it highlights something I've seen people criticize the show for, and that is, I know all the game characters are invincible and the ones that aren't, aren't. So, what do you guys think of that criticism? Doesn't um, really mean anything if you haven't, like, played the game, so I don't see how that's a flaw. That's well, one counter. Like, are, are you just not allowed to um, tell a story with these characters now, since they're like they're video game characters, and therefore you know they can't be killed? It's like you, you just can't tell their story now. I don't, know, that I don't know if that's even true. Like, so the story is still ongoing. Happen. They can still be killed. So my counter mm. is just they suggest 
an experience is had because of information we have and i respond i have that information i didn't have that experience yeah, yeah. so i don't know what, what to i can't help you with that i actually uh worried for several different people's lives when watching yeah, this yeah. um yeah yeah I, so there's a specific point in the last episode yeah yep <laughs> it's um yes yeah, so i was going to ask I, I was impressed that the show sorry to cut you off i was just impressed that the show won my trust to the extent that yeah. i actually wondered if they would yes exactly <laughs> yeah like do we ever I, worry that boba fett will be shot it's like no no <laughs> So I, I kind of expect a main character to die next season. Like we don't don't need to be specific, right? But would it surprise you at all if one of the main characters no, died? Absolutely not. Not at this point. I've I've said this around the Discord a bunch, but my expectation in terms of champion killing is that they will not commit to killing a champion until that champion has reached their state in the game. If that makes sense. I think you're right. They're not gonna. So yeah. hmm, how do I say this without? I guess we'll just take someone who hasn't been used. So it's like, you know, Fiddlesticks. If he was to turn up in this, um, I'd be like, we got to see Fiddlesticks ulti before they can kill him or that he's not going to be in the game. We have to see mm. that. Like, it, until they do that, he's safe. Um, yeah. It's too iconic. Oh God, for the Fiddlesticks the ulti game. would look so good. I don't even... <laughs> could you fucking imagine how they would animate that? I, I don't even know. It would look incredible, probably. Because um, mm -hmm. I, I very much trust these people at this point. But yeah, um... The other element, I suppose, like, so we just talked all about Warwick, right? But ignoring that, I would argue Banda's story is, has reached a level of completion here. We can track him. He did everything mm -hmm. he could to prevent the same fate of other people that had that as a result of his goals uh, fueled by, like, revenge and violence and stuff. Um, and so, so like, is, point being, like, I believe he is dead here, but then if he was to be experimented on in some way and maybe comes back as Warwick, that doesn't, like, ruin it for me or anything, necessarily. It doesn't be how they handle it, but the same goes for whether or not I believe they will kill anybody um, at any point. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Uh, but it's, it's worth keeping in mind, like, there are some characters in the show by the time you reach the end that I feel have reached a lot of their payoffs and that, I don't know if Theo's kind of making this point or not, but just the more boxes those are ticked, the more it feels like their plot armor is disintegrating. Then <laughs> you're like, mm -hmm. you could die yeah. very soon. That's what I'm getting at. The, once certain conditions have been fulfilled for these characters and they've reached approximately the right state that they were like they're in the game because a weird thing about league of legends characters is uh they don't all exist at the same time anymore either so characters are just depicted at like their prime essentially mm -hmm. so i expect characters they will reach that point but after that i sincerely hope that they will be fair game and i actually have faith that they probably will be once um... you know caitlin's sheriff and all that or what, what but honestly, if someone said to me when watching up to this point, they were like, I knew Vi wouldn't die, she's in the game. I'd be like, honestly, man, I feel like it's more likely you should just criticize her that she's one of the main characters and that's why she's probably not going to die. I, I, I feel like it's in the same vein of complaint where you're just like, okay. But what are you supposed to do? Now what? <laughs> I, I figure I, I Frodo totally wouldn't die. I dying. No, but, but that's my point, though, is that they're saying it as though it's a criticism, but really it's nothing at all. It's just like, all right, 
it, it oh, this is something feels like bad face engagement with the media to me. I don't know if I want to level that accusation completely, but it feels like you're not even like trying to meet it halfway in any sense. This is something I meant to um, say when we were talking about the actual episode three, but I forgot. But I, there, there was an effect of episode three for me that was kind of like the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones, where it's like, okay, they'll just do whatever the fuck. Like, it, I, you know, the the, the general my general expectations of like plot armor and tropes and whatever just kind of went out the window. Um, and basically for the entire rest of the show, I was totally entertaining the idea that things you ordinarily wouldn't imagine as being possible are actually possible in this show. Like it really wouldn't have surprised me that much if I just fucking died, you know? And it's like, um, it like it, it, we don't have to, go into detail but there's something that happens at the end of episode seven that is really brutal way beyond the past of what i would have expected right normally but it makes sense given that this is the show that does stuff like that right uh if you remember because i can be nice and vague but <clears throat> one of the choices marcus makes quote unquote one of the choices he makes i thought it was for real when i first saw it Ooh. yeah and i was like and i think it's just because of the fact that this episode puts me in a in a position of they might you don't know Mm-hmm. Um, but like being immersed into it and then and analyzing it in post is very different I would be like well yeah when you've got so many other things narratively to do because um, like I, I've always hated the argument as well that people make where they're like Milo and Clagger were clearly for the fucking Reaper when you don't have much time with them compared to the other two I'm just saying like fuck off we have plenty of characters that don't get as much time both of them were characterized both of them were cared we about. We didn't know that. We didn't know how much time we had with them until they were fucking dead. I, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, but they. I, we I will, didn't know. <laughs> I will give them some slack. A time jump. In the neither of them got like a POV scene. Dare I say? I don't think. Um, and I honestly, yeah. they, like, I, I'm not trying to be like, you need to do this to make the show better. But maybe it would have been neat to have had a scene where Milo and Clagger talk to each other about something, just those two, and they share some some of their feelings about stuff, and maybe Vander actually gives them a bit of a, you know, a talk to get, and so it can convince you a bit oh, better. Oh, dude. Um, Vander, Vander trying to convince, like, Milo to be a little bit less rude would be, ah, oh, ooh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Scene. There's a lot we can do with it, and I think it would alleviate those issues. Did I say ameliorate? Yeah. As long as you lift your pinky while you say it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, but, but the thing is, for me, I was already enjoying their characterization enough to believe that you wouldn't, you didn't have to kill them. You could have done lots with them narratively. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, the idea that it's like, oh, come on, they were, they were kind of just hollow characters. Of course, they're dead. It's like, okay. Hey, so, I liked Milo. You can say a lot about I like Clagger. Clagger's like a really good guy from the very few things yeah. we know about him. He's just yeah, this... he's voiced by Sonic the Hedgehog. He's 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 like this strong man boy who's just there. He's obviously there as circumstances that are out of his control, but he's just trying to do the best he can for everybody. Milo is much more of your standard sort of he seems almost like a trickster or or a guy who's just like you know, he's he's happy to help, but he's also more so in it for himself than anybody else. Hmm. still a good person yeah. um and yeah just having the tension of him desperately trying to get vander out of there with his literal like main skill they need him for i, I felt for that guy i was like you can do it buddy get him out and as yep. much as 
it's fair to rag on him for his treatment of powder there is also the very real fact that he's a child who probably doesn't understand the effect his words are having absolutely not and he's got reason to be complaining about her yeah she does jinx every job and maybe she shouldn't and be fucking coming on the jobs wrong. yet maybe she's not old enough to be coming on these jobs yeah well, yeah, because his opinion isn't that even that she's not old enough, it's just that she's just not good enough, because um, they were good enough by her age, according to him. Um, I know Super Chats, and I grew up surrounded by Super Chats. <laughs> <laughs> They've Super Chatted that twice. So, <laughs> I think I saw it even more than twice, so I think that's oh, going to okay. be a couple of shows. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of curious. Um, on my first watch, I was pretty skeptical on episode one and i by episode three i was like hooked and i really enjoyed it my expectation was that on my second watch through i would be less enchanted with it that's usually what happens like you, the first time through it's great second time through you start to notice more problems hmm. but actually the exact opposite thing happened where all the things that i thought were problems i found like the reasons that they weren't problems the second time through and it wasn't until my third or fourth or fifth watch that i actually started to notice legitimate problems with the show did, did you guys feel the same way where, like because I I never had that experience when I'm like trying to seriously critique a piece of media, basically. Um, no, kind of got better for me. For me, it both happened. So, uh, but it, typically speaking, it's you know, like say for example, if I rewatched Boba Fett, I would find more problems. I know I would. If I rewatched uh, whatever Mike Flanagan makes, the 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 Fall of the House of Usher, I guarantee you, if I rewatch whatever he puts out, I'm probably gonna find more things I like rather than dislike because he's mm. a details person. Um, this show, I was pretty convinced before I started to rewatch it that I was probably going to find stuff that helped line things up because of how deliberate a lot of the storytelling choices are, that I probably didn't get everything that was put down. I think I've highlighted a few of those things as we've been going through, that there's stuff I missed that I was just like, how the fuck did I miss that? Hell. Yeah, I mean, I think some of it is legitimately, like, it could be communicated better. Like, um, oh, God, we haven't gotten to it yet. It is so hard to talk about this with the restriction of only <laughs> going up to this point. This is excruciating. First of all, it'll yeah, help come future conversations because we wouldn't... This is when what you... it was like in the week between Act 1 and Act 2 coming out. I was oh, there. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> That's pain. Because I, I just watched it all in one go. Almost one go. I, I told Fringy. It was funny. Fringy was like, if we watch it all, I will be able to do less work on the Boba video. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I actually, um, I actually stopped after three was finished, and I had to come back the next day because like, oh my god, I gotta compartmentalize all this shit. Kept nudging for you. I was like, oh, let's see what happens next. <laughs> you were nudging me as well. It's like, what did you want? It's like, I need to do stuff. I'm sorry, <laughs> what I want you to. It's because I was convinced hey, you so fucking hated it because you. So I mean, here's here's maybe a. Here's maybe a somewhat specific question, but it's not a spoiler. Do you think a character is going, like a major character is going to die in the first scene of the next season? I suppose you could say that's spoiler free by saying, I would be surprised if that was not the case. Hmm. We can talk about that. Jay referenced it, but um, I remember I've talked about it with yeah. Jay and someone else. There's, there's a scene I almost want. I don't think I'm going to get it. But there's a particular thing I think I could do that uh, would be really yeah. fucking cool, and we'll talk about that in two weeks from now, maybe. <laughs> like, <when> Fuck. We... <laughs> um, hey, I'm, damn it. I'm glad we got everything out about episode three, at least. That's something. 
Will is going to implode good. Three, two or three vibs in a row with positives. So I was like, what the fuck? What's happening? Uh, this, one, sold it out. this one is all for rags. They want the rags to say something specifically, so I'm just going to have to keep it. We will get that sorted. If he returns within the... Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Are you a sorcerer? What? <laughs> I am a sorcerer, but in what way do you mean? Do you, did you I hear anything just powers. now? No, what's up? I just, I just, I just got home. What's going on? Hey, Rags, pull up I the stream up. and rewind by about 30 seconds. <laughs> All right, let's see here a second. Let him enjoy that first. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. Now he's muted. <laughs> well, now we can talk. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that, that, that was uh, shockingly good timing. I mean, yeah. it, it was the timing. I don't think it could have been timed any better. It's, like, it's on the dot. Any second. It's nice rags is back. Rags is never late nor early. You're gonna have to ask him what he thinks about everything that he's missed. Chat, chat the whole time has been like, good point, Rags. <laughs> <laughs> now let him talk about the episodes for three more. They, they want me to say something specifically. Someone wants me to say something specifically. We were mainly more so just wowed by the fact that that was a super chat I was reading, and you came back literally on it. Oh my goodness! Like, Muller said something to the effect of like. If Rags comes back, and then like within less than a second and a half, you came back and you were like, "Hey, what's up?" It it I, was it, perfect. It's all a cosmic. It was all meant to be. That's what we call bad writing. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, basically, insane coincidence that allows for dramatic things to occur. Anyway, it Rags, how much did you hate episode three? I really liked episode three a whole lot. That Whoa. was really what. I guess you're on episode three. Well, so yeah, to catch um, you up, Rags, we've gone through episodes one, two, and three in excruciating detail, and we've decided that since we're at we were at seven hours, that we'll do super chats, which will likely lead up up to fucking ten hours, and we're gonna mm -hmm. have to do part two at some point. Uh, we only did three well, episodes. We tried. I'm sorry. Didn't get the Squid Game treatment. I see. But apparently we have more to say than with Squid Game. This was a better show. What can I say? Yeah, the show's jam-packed with stuff. The show doesn't have one plot line that's kind of ass. That makes me cry. I am not surprised at all. This show does not waste time. It is dense. This is a dense show. Well, and on that note, I suppose, I know this is a weird question to ask, because, like, what are you even going to say? But, I mean, is there... Things you wouldn't mind saying about your experience with the show for the first three episodes, obviously, because it's just that it's all done now. Oh, so yeah. So for the first two episodes, um, oh, I gotta get my thoughts in order here. Um, for the first two episodes, I was on board and I really liked a lot of this stuff. Um, mostly setups for the first two episodes. Um, you're you're learning about the characters, the world. You're establishing who's who and what might be happening. Uh, though the way they do that is uh, engaging, I felt. Uh, everyone was in different places. You go to different places. You see different things. And that's expanded on as the show goes forward. You never you never get set fatigue. Um, you're, you, it's a, there's a lot of variety, not only in the characters and what their characters are, 
but in where they are and what they're doing. Um, so by the time episode three rolled around, I was, I was, you know, on board, I was along for the ride and I was, I was legitimately liking it and I wanted to see more, but I feel like we were still doing those setups. And then when episode three rolled around, I really see why they were taking all that time to establish all the things that they were establishing. And I was really glad that they were willing to sort of go the route that they're willing to do as if they're saying everything, this, everything's on the table now. And pretty much anything can happen. We're willing to do this. We're willing to do that. And if it happens, it happens. You don't have to feel like, oh, that's a that's a such and such. It's a kid, so they're going to be a okay. Or oh, that's the dramatic thing, so they're going to be okay. You you really got the feeling that the the gloves were off in a sense. And uh, this was not a not a kids show. That this is uh, this was some good stuff, and that they would commit. Got kind of get got really Game of Thronesy, I suppose might be a word for it. Certainly in the early days, Game of Thrones' plot armor was staggering as it was. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh. Well, yeah. Uh. By the way, this the the super chat actually. I'll just post it. That's they wanted you to say that. Jay, do that again. I wish nobody knew about the goo except for me and Metal and you. Oh, that sounds like it's going to be about No Way Home or something. Like the spell of oh. getting the goo out of Um Oh, if, that, if it's a No Way Home, then I should rephrase it. I should say it differently. Um, I like, like, I am Peter Parker, and I am discussing this with Jay, who is a magical sorcerer. Uh, he is a gay wizard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta say, Jay, do that again. I, I wish nobody knew about the goo, except for me. And and metal, and and you. All right, Rags. Do you know why we're talking about goo? Are you here for the? Uh, because Fringy's here, and it always comes up, and then he has to get super defensive about it. <laughs> well, it was this time. It was Mauler who was the cope. Oh, Mauler. What about is your goo yeah, finally yeah, entering um, into the EFAP lore? I brought up goo, and he got really upset. <laughs> he, 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 does, he, he does. He does a lot. Yeah. What goo did you bring up? Well, we were debating. We were debating Shimmer. whether or not uh, Silco was bleeding his eye because he needed it, or if he was injecting it with uh, Shimmer goo. When he, we said goo, well, he's like, that was the contention. Me. He was upset that Shimmer was so regarded as goo. I didn't say goo. it like that. What I said was, "Look, all right, guys. Just to be clear, Shimmer is not goo. Just because it's a liquid doesn't mean that it's goo." That was what I said, um, and then you guys just lost your minds. Oh, you you, you, you were much goo more aggressive like. than that. Look, it's a, it's goo-like. It's you, just uh, because it's a it liquid is, doesn't mean that it's goo-like, It is right, at okay? least, Fringy, would you like to bet $20? goo-adjacent. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Goo-adjacent for sure. Well, liquid is goo-adjacent, yeah. It is similar to goo. Liquid is similar to goo. That doesn't mean that they're the same. Somewhat, thing. but the viscosity. Do we do we get some confirmation of its viscosity you- is a constant throughout the show? Well, it's not it water. No, we did discuss its viscosity. It's more liquidy. Yeah, than, exactly. Like, which I would say makes it a liquid, not goo, and that's all I was saying. Would you say that because the the I can't believe I'm here, but on the <laughs> League of Legends dot fandom dot oh wiki. <laughs> Shimmer is, it says, Shimmer is a potent and corrosive techmaturgical 
serum-like substance. So, Ecmatoid. I don't know. What is that? It's, it seems to me more like I, I, juice. I guess it's their name for... It's it's like... Um, it, it's like Technum... I don't know what the word for it. God, there's a, there's a similar thing in Guild Wars 2 where it's like they, they mix up magic and technology into a word and like it's own, like if you make a golem, that's I thought it was like techno magical. Oh. It's like, it Me sounds metallic. like metallurgy. Does it mean metallic? Um, it's probably a combination of technological, magical, and met Magitech? metallic. Metallurgical? Magitech? Yeah. Technum. Yeah. Metallurgy, technology, and magic. Hmm. So technoturgical. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So, play the uh, game too. Uh, properties. Shimmer is an extremely potent liquid. And its potency is so great that just slathering on the skin is enough to stimulate the amount. I don't know. Um, Does it say anything about its viscosity? Hmm. <laughs> well, it says here that it can be used as fuel. And sometimes fuel is thicker than uh, other liquids. Uh, but I'll, we're not sure for certain. I think so far it is similar to goo. Uh, I think that it's, uh, but but I don't I think, think that it's, we should err on the side yet. of you know, like if if we say it's similar to goo, I think we should default to it not being that until it's proven to be goo. You know, well, I the funny thing to, was I need like to go it back. is a liquid. You know, so we can all agree that it's a liquid. That's not in contention. But then. There's a threshold you need to cross to become goo. I think that. I mean, if we wanted to be like super technical, I guess you could call it a juice. But to be honest with you, I was just saying goo is a joke. Mm. Oh, this well, this this settles something. It says that Silco goo, injected yeah. Shimmer into his left eye. Apparently not. I was <laughs> I was going to also. That's right. I was going to and say it's an injection as well because if you were draining it, I don't think you'd use the center of the eye to drain it. Oh, I have no idea if it's a Basically, fantasy disease. Shit, yeah, dude, Fringy, well, wait, he was, Fr hold on, uh, Fringy might be right. Okay, so the turbo chem tanks, they have um, a gaseous form of the fucking, uh, of Shimmer, which makes yeah. it, which means the vis viscosity is lower, so Fringy's probably exactly. right. Yeah. Fuck. Well, again, yeah, we weren't, you can have, you can have, well, you can have few, if, if something in a gas form, there can still be a more gel-like or goo-like form than it has. I, I didn't well, actually again, know, you, you can't boil like a goo into gas? That not a thing I imagine yeah, you surely could, can, right? Higher, that doesn't just means, are there any examples all this, of that? Well, all this means is that it can have multiple forms, and goo can be among those forms as far as we know. But it well, has again, a gaseous form. We weren't like this really rule out anything stuck. goo wise. The rest of us weren't really stuck on it being goo in the first place. It, we were just kind of using a word like how we say flumes. Yeah, and you were stuff, using it you know? inaccurately. And I, I was pretty. I was pretty hung up on it. Joke. <laughs> Look, all right. I'm just saying. It's very defensive about his goo. Mm -hmm. It's very important. I guess so. That's we'll call it juice, okay. then. I am very sorry. Okay. Juice. We'll call it juice. Well, I think Fring, you want us to call it a liquid, right? Yes, and there's a liquid, not goo necessarily. All right, and chat. I'm serum, watching you. So... You better call it a liquid too. Well, that's a ban. Yeah. Someone said a goo is a goo, and and you better mm, context us. I'm fine. Someone just said get out. Goo. Get out. Get out. The door is right oh, there. Look, Eleven months. Eleven months. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Make that 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 gives him more of a boner for some reason to bad people. I just never understood it. Uh, also, Fringy, favorite bully Maguire quotes, please. Oh damn, there's so many choices. Um. Uh, 
I feel like gonna think, cry is mine. <laughs> I think mine is I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. I do love uh, that close one. Close second yeah. to see you chump. That's a close <laughs> second. <laughs> see you chump. <laughs> I think everybody just wants to see Bully Maguire turn up in the portal scene. Was it too much to hey, ask? Look, he might show up in Doctor Strange. I think, honestly, mm. that's one of those things you can jokingly ask for, but if they actually put it in, it would be cringe as fuck. Well, Sam Raimi's directing it, so... Maybe that would be why you it know. wouldn't show up, right? Like, he would be like, no. Nah, no thanks. <laughs> I'm good. Or maybe they would force him. No, yeah, I don't know, we'll see. You uh, have to hit Bully Maguire. If Dave <laughs> Filoni into the verse of madness, or whatever the new one's called, then you'd have... You would have all of his cartoon characters showing up. You'd oh, have yeah. Ahsoka would show up, and maybe Cad Bane would show up, and then we'd see. Oh, it would just be madness. It would I think be madness. The, uh, the, the awkward part for me is it's like I'm I'm cool with like seeing Cad Bane, um, but I think the meta is kind of uh, seeping in in terms of how I feel about it. Oh. All. Well, because I, I like Cad Bane. Well, so wait, cool. to clarify, um, you thought that our problem was just seeing him at all? No, 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 no. I, I, no. I think, um, because, I mean, we talk about the scene. How the hell did he get there? Like, <laughs> for starters. Pretty funny. Um, what is his prerogative? Why is he acting this way? Um, it's a lot of, like, he's on a surface level. It's like, oh, it's cool. But I'm not sure that it really follows that well. Um, I, I guess what I mean is that I don't object to the idea of Clone Wars characters showing up in Star Wars. It, I think it's just the meta is tainting it. Yeah, I especially figured... when it is like the Book of Boba Fett, and we spent like the first half with Luke and Ahsoka, and I've... we just keep finding ways to get more characters who aren't Boba Fett in to like steal the spotlight. Yeah, I, I figure what Rags is talking about is like he would, if he were in charge of an IP that has the possibility of bringing references, just like he's got no limits. He's just be like, go, 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 everyone through, go, 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 A just say bit, hi. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Throw everything in there and see what sticks. Yeah. If I uh, show them thing from show, they will clap. Well, because um, you want it to be a little bit more than that, not just, oh, look, it's Cad Bane. It's like, oh, look, well, it's Cad Bane. You went and, that, and I went that. And it was really, it makes sense why he's here. And man, isn't it going to be interesting to see how he conflicts with Boba Fett in terms of their approach to doing bounty oh, hunting? And fascinating to see these me. very well-written characters interact. Feels to me to a degree, right? They felt like I can't wait to see Cad Bane shoot Mando's armor many times. Yeah, oh, but Cad Bane ain't dying. He's 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 None definitely of them are fucking dying, live. man. Yeah, no one's um, ever really gone. Keep him alive forever and ever and ever and ever. They can like, never escape. Because No Way Home and Arcane have both done it, where they're like, we know what you want. You want to see all three of them doing a big old swing. And do but, but, but. We need to set the stage. We need to justify. We need to tell you what's happening. Show you what they're thinking about. And it's like a kid sees, you know, like a raw chicken cooking. And they're like, I want it now. And the mom is like, you, you got to just wait. You're gonna. Ha it's gonna be great. You're gonna love it's it. Two Trust marshmallows. Me. You want two marshmallows later or one marshmallow now? And that's the thing. Waiting will make it hit harder. Trust me. When Victor finally shows up, okay. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Slow boil. Whereas here, it's like we're 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 not. I. We just. We gotta throw everything in. We gotta throw everything at the wall. The thing I appreciate with Arcane is even when it is indulging in its fan service, it always pulls it back as well. 
mm-hmm. uh, to to something more befitting the show's tone. I guess I know exactly what yeah. you're referring to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there in several weeks from now. Uh, mm-hmm. Highest uh, episodes rated of Book oh, of Boba Fett. I that, yeah. yeah, I've seen people sharing pictures out of the Discord. So the the ones without Boba Fett are the highest rated by far. Um, I I. There's no reason why that should be the way that it is. If in an ideal world, I would argue in an ideal world, all we need is Boba Fett. I would argue it's not the lack of Boba Fett; it's the inclusion of all of your favorite characters doing things. That's it. Like in the production value, absolutely, production yeah. Like value. Boba Fett could have been there the whole time, right. saying like, "Whoa," and "Oh, neat." Oh my god. Oh, nice to meet you, Ahsoka Tano. Like he could have been there doing all of that, and they probably would have the same fucking rating. It's not about nobody cares about him, and they've really done an excellent job of securing that. The fact that we've spent two episodes without him in his own show, mm. just to, and and not just that it's not about that he's not in it. It has nothing to do with him. Like episode five has nothing to do with him at all. I saw a thread it's arguing entirely... it's all to do with him. And to give you an example. They said, okay. what, what viewers aren't picking up is that take Luke Skywalker, for example, this incredible fucking growth he's having while teaching what is essentially a spiritual successor to his master. How meaningful that is. None of that could have happened if not for Boba Fett. Think about it. What? Are they because what? he... And you're like... He was involved in some he way was involved in, a in the event. In Jedi? Yeah. He, they That's literally cite that they... had he not captured Han Solo and delivered him to Jabba, Luke never would have done all of those things, and then everything <laughs> would be different. And it's just like, okay. And then the, the end of the thread argues the book of Boba Fett is about all of the people that Boba Fett has affected. <laughs> just like, um... Some people, they, they have to... They absolutely have to come up with ways to make it all make sense, and it's all great, and it's all amazing, because Star Wars. So it's got to be good. It's got to be amazing. Oh, man. That one is like, <laughs> my was... brain is just... I need a bigger dose. I need more... I... Just anything can be called anything now. And everything is relevant to everything else. Oh, There's nothing oh. irrelevant anymore. Man. Well, yeah, and you know for a fact that if, that if it were just about him and no one else was in it, they'd still be like, no, this is good. It doesn't need to be about anyone else. Yeah, the Book of good. Boba yeah, Fett, of course it's about him. <laughs> yeah, didn't you read the title? Right, right okay. Can you it's not read? It's just Mando Season 3, Episode 1, and part of Episode 2. The Luke Skywalker show. A little bit of that. Because we're not, si- not going to see Baby Yoda or Luke in the next episode. We are going straight back to the, the finale of the Book of Boba Fett with the the Pikes. We've spent like I man, that show is bizarre. That we show is flawed. Wednesday, yeah. you could rant all about it in our last episode. In the very last one, yeah. I don't know if I want to rant. I want to get it over as quickly as possible. <laughs> it is crazy. I've, I've never seen a. I've never seen like an enemy that was. I guess so. I don't understand why they're the enemy, and I don't really know what they do that's bad. And I feel like this last episode had to catch up with that. Like, oh, oh, they 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 blew up this building. They're bad. See, oh, they sent Cad Bane to tell the people, the the cowboys, not to interfere. They're bad because before this, we were just like legitimately have. Would they have they done anything bad? What what are they doing? What's, what's the big problem? I don't. Why are they bad? What? Why are we trying to stop them? I don't get it. So confused. Sure is important that Boba Fett stops the. 
the 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 Pike Syndicate. Because if he doesn't, that's probably why they had bad. the explosion to make us. He's gonna use the explosion as a reason why he must stop the Pikes. Because up to this point, we've been like, "What are you trying to stop them from doing? Trading spice?" Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. They had to catch up on lot. They had to make up for lost time. Well, I guess they, they could have told really us why trading these random spice is evil. Yes, they could have done that, but no. Instead, they're just like they're blowing stuff up. Get them. I think the only thing that they have said is that the spice, the spice mining uses slave labor. I think one of the and things that's... they've said is that the trading of spice is resulting in violence, essentially. That as long as spice is being traded through Tatooine, there's just going to be violence. Still seems a bit vague. Which there it? wouldn't have been violence if they just took a different route through the Dune Sea. Mm hmm. And there's or not going to the... be violence anymore anyway, because well, there are no more Tuskins. Is, is spice nice. the only thing that's violently traded? Like, mm. In yes. the Star Wars universe? I doubt it. Mm. <laughs> On Tatooine? Exactly. On Tatooine, what about... an already I want to know about the. I want to know about the death stick trade. Surely people die in the trading of death sticks. You'd think. think. Very yeah, subtly named. Uh, job, George. Death stick. Hmm. Well, maybe Just Boba Fett will go home and rethink his life. I would hope so. You wouldn't be tricked by some mind trick, right? He's an intelligent, wrong, focused man. Yeah. Anyway. I haven't watched it, but I've heard that uh, Book of Boba Fett pulls the fucking PT shit of Luke making the baby choose between its attachment to Mando Which and makes... being a Jedi. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. I don't know why Luke would be furthering that after everything he did in the OT. It doesn't make any sense at all. Attachments are what gave him victory. I don't understand. Thank you, prequel trilogy, for that one. Is it even the prequel trilogy's fault when they're based before and thus it it's it's up to you to decide what Luke does after the sequel trilogy and for some well, the OT and for some reason they they conclude yes he's going to teach baby Yo a baby that you should forego your attachments it's horrible to watch it really is this child can't comprehend the idea of arm wrestling, and therefore it is being given objects in order to make a choice after one day of training. I seems good. I I just the, the, I, people clap at this. People think it's good. People think this is Freeman good. Show. They it is the most depressing thing in the universe. This is worse than the Holocaust. You know, I guess at the very least it is Cad Bane, because he was, I think, the closest thing to a character in the Clone Wars, so... So you're telling me they'll stop doing this now, <laughs> right? We're <laughs> getting dangerously close to having a character in this show. Yeah. Well, that he was, nice. like, his brain functioned every three scenes, I think, or so, which was, like, record-setting. That's not bad. Ah, <sighs> oh, nice. That's really awesome. So, next up. That Imagine Dragons music video was cringe as fuck, though. I haven't seen the music video. I don't know anything about music video, and fine. I will and I will die not knowing what the music video <laughs> is about. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Watched due to Drinker and EFAP, so thank you. Wonderful show. Amazing animation. Beautiful soundtrack. Never mm -hmm. been so invested in a new series. Yay. Good schlemes, too. Yeah, it's been a while for me, too. Being able to watch this and being excited to see what happens next, that's that's a nice feeling. Yeah. Instead of going, uh, next week we have to watch another one. Uh, at least I can laugh at it with my friends. 
Instead, I get to go, ooh, ooh, I let us watch the next one because I want to see what happens. Yeah, meanwhile, the finale for Boba Fett will be like, let's get this. Who dies? Who lives? Who blows up? Who does the stuff? Who's the cameo? Yeah, who cameos? Can't wait to find out. I'm super invested. Please kill me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know Super Whoa, Chats. I grew oh, up surrounded by Super Chats. There it is again. There it is again. Oh, again. Uh, I'm so somehow Palpatine returned energy. Hmm. Oh, well, so the reference, in case you don't know, Theo, is when water is brought up as a concept, Boba says, I grew up surrounded by water. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Thank you, Boba. Water. Anyway. I grew up surrounded by water. Uh, I'm so excited for the chat to say you guys are coping. I think chat has been mostly in agreement with us, right? Today? We haven't been that. To a certain extent. Yeah, I, I heard it a lot. I saw it a lot, though. In the chat, so. But was it from We're one account? Because at that point. It was just one guy, mostly. <laughs> Almost entirely. Yeah, it was just one guy who kept going. He said, although he said he was uh, making a video on it. So, uh, there you go. Very you cool. Best, uh, you best send it on over when it's done. I would love to see it. I disagree with literally everything you said. Damn, that was directed right at Das. I'm sure. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Fuck Mary kill Silco <laughs> singed and that retarded fat old guy on the council. I don't even. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can look. tell who he's killing. <laughs> um, <laughs> morally speaking, you got you gotta wipe out Silco. He's the most damaging out of the lot, and then probably marry the fat, retarded old council guy because you can get some influence. And yeah, there you go, done. Yeah, man, Even though Stinch, I, I mean, he, Stinch, can... uh, he seems to care about his family. You know, some some horrible tragedy happened, and you 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 wonder. You wonder what happened. I was going to say, we'll try and avoid that one anyway, because it'll involve assessments <laughs> that go into the later episodes. We've kind of partially done spoiler-free rags, in a sense. You know, we've avoided a lot of I details. See. I see. Yeah, we're just I staying see. with what's been shown to us so far. Yeah. The point is, you want to marry yourself into a oh, position wow. of authority. <laughs> okay, anyway. Hey, y'all. You marry Sims to stop him from doing evil. Maybe. I don't know. That's an option. Um, made my risky move in the name of love, but the odds were against me. I had to admit defeat. Thank you for wishing me luck. Y'all are great, and your content keeps me going. I'm hurt as hell, but I kept my courage. Got paid today, and want to give back. Thank you, guys. Well, well it sucks, hey. dude. Yeah. It sucks to it, hear, dude. Hey, it's it'll be for the best. You'll meet you'll meet the perfect one. <clears throat> Sometimes you gotta take chances, though. Be glad you did it. Yeah. Yeah. You got your feelings out there. You're gonna make it. You'll. Uh, Mola played the Bloodborne PSX version on PS and PC. I've seen it. it looks really I've cool. I've heard. And um, cool yeah. Already downloaded it in case it gets nuked. I thought <laughs> so it did get nuked, didn't it? Um, but Mel, no, it didn't. But you know, you never know. Well, you play it, and then if you say I, oh, you play it, I'll be like, okay, I will. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely be playing it at some I'll point. Do. 
I do really like that uh, in the same way that 8-bit and 16-bit art styles have kind of been accepted as like, this is a way of expressing, this is, this is, this is its own style and it has its merits that are uh, early like play 3D PlayStation 1 and 64 is starting to be embraced as like its own style too. Um, <laughs> like that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, off topic, but what are y'all favorite video games, shows, and movies as of late? As of late? Hmm. As of late? Um, Wait, I'm... Okay. Favorite as of late? Like, lately have I played something that would... Played or watched something that could be considered favorite, other than Arcane. I was about to say, we can um, all submit that our show that's a favorite as of late... Would be arcane. Um, yeah. Yep. yep. Movie. Agreed. I would it's probably for games. Pick... Oh well, Go yeah. Ahead. Games. Um, I don't know. Uh, what games have come out recently? Well, GTFO. To... Um, GTFO uh, on Steam came out. Um, into full release as of this year, and uh, I still really like that game. It's fucking hard as hell though. So, you want to bring some good friends? That's the one I've been playing a whole lot lately. I can't get into that game. Um, I have been going back into Dying Light, the first one, because the second one came out, and that's fun. But it's not like favorite material, um, but it's just like a new one I've been playing lately. I think that's the only one that really... The only new game I've been playing uh, recently is Rogue Tower. There's like a tower defense with roguelike elements, which is kind of... Oh, is that that good? Yeah, it's pretty chill. Pretty neat. I think they're like Which 20 game? A, a rogue tower. Rogue tower. It's like a tower. The art style is kind of cool. Because I, yeah. I like roguelikes and tower defense. So If you want to see the gameplay, I streamed it a bit. So that's on my YouTube VOD channel if you want to see gameplay. Oh, base. I've been playing a new game that came out recently. It's League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. Oh, oh no. no. I think that's the thing about that one. Yeah, it's, it's alright. It's alright. Yeah. Mahler, what, what lane do you play? Aram. <laughs> Aram. <laughs> okay. Aram's pretty based, honestly. I, I, I like Aram more than Rift. That's all I honest. play. Yeah, that's pretty much all I play. I like Rift more, but I like Arams because they're very chill. And you get to just you, you get to just fight people. It's very nice in that way. As for uh, movies... I guess the father would be as of late quite a favorite. Yeah, that was an as of late the game the from me. One that, came out, uh, that I would heartily recommend to pretty much anyone I talk to is I played Disco Elysium just at the end of last year. That game is More absolutely fantastic. Oh right, I, I'm curious if Jay played it. I've heard a lot of great things about Disco Elysium. That's one that I yeah. I own it and I played a little bit of it and I stopped. Um, Damn. But actually, actually, well, I think the reason why I stopped was because I somehow got myself into like a force loss situation where I couldn't like escape. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if that was because I was unfamiliar with the mechanics or if that is not meant to be possible, but it happened. It, it might have appeared that way, but I don't think that's actually possible. I don't well, see how it could possibly it, it, be. It is in like very fringe cases. Right. Yeah, like, it's, incredibly uh, fringe, I mean, because you'd have to fail, like, a shitload of rolls repeatedly. <laughs> uh, well, this was early in the game, I remember. It was, uh, I went to talk to some dude, 
and then for some re- and then when I talked to him, the guy got stressed out and lost health and died or something. And uh, I, yeah. I just well, I, did he bring I did up not you? have enough. I, no, I just <laughs> I didn't have enough health to deal with it. I will go back to it though. It's, it's that game's got a pretty gorgeous art style, um, mm. and I've always heard nothing but good things about that game. That was like fantastic, especially in terms of its writing. It does a lot of things that specifically appeal to me in terms of RPGs, which is partially involves getting away from this like massive world ending calamity kind of story to do something a little bit more personal with an RPG, mm-hmm. which for some reason the RPG genre doesn't really like doing. More personal stories don't You think it like... might just be because a lot of RPGs are speculative fiction, they're usually science fiction or fantasy. It's not often that you have like an RPG that's just set in a regular contemporary world. Yeah, I'd imagine that's a big part of it. And they are often like I'd say the lingering shadow of Lord of the Rings has something to do with it too. Maybe, yeah. Um, fun comment I saw in chat. Molly, you should have done a long-form individual video. Could have avoided all this blubber fat chat. So <laughs> sorry. Well, for the past hour and a half, we have been in the super chat section, which functions as a Q and A, which is filled with all different kinds of questions, topics, and tangents. I didn't choose to engage that as opposed to a making a long form video on Arcane. That is, those weren't the. It wasn't that or the other thing. That was, I don't know why you would have thought otherwise. Uh, if I was to make an Arcane video, that shit wouldn't be out until several years from now. <laughs> I got other long form things to finish. I do but, like the idea that you should drop whatever you're working on right now to do that instead well, of an yeah. I prefer the idea of like, guys, you ready? They're like, yeah, and I go, I've actually decided I would rather make a long form video tonight. Bye. <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Streamer, can you cover the content that I want you to cover in the way I want you to cover it? Well, um, streamer, please. Uh, hello. Hello. I know, I know they want people, ac- people actually do that a lot. No, they want more videos. They do. They'll get them. You'll get more videos, don't worry. Coming. Hopefully you're enjoying at least the Boba Fett ones as a sort of... You know those don't those. count. So hard. We clicked, button, all kinds of things. Um, You clicked and pressed buttons. So this next Super Chat uh, from... I'm going to... So Neo2266, you've asked a question. I think it's a very good question. Can't really address it yet about this show. We need to get a lot further. So, good question. Uh, if I don't remember you said that, we will definitely get onto it as a topic. Come up with basically everybody that I've talked to. Don't worry. Um, this person is expressing who their favorites are. I feel like it's going to trigger someone because uh, they say who their least favorite is too. Oh, it's probably me. So. All I'll say is, just try to avoid spoilers. You know? Say, just say, you know what I think, or you know what I disagree with your assessment. There's, there's a there's a super chat that likes Caitlyn. That's what that's what just happened. Victor and Silco really? might be my favorites, but Jace is my least. Oh. I'm I'm curious why they would like those two, but then not like Jace. Yeah, oh, maybe it's maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just a I don't know. That seems odd. I don't. They didn't say. Seems like a new member. Wait, that is really weird because, like, well, the most the most unlikable thing about Jace is probably like his sort of uh, 
turn towards corruption, right? But why would you like even Silco. begin to say that? <laughs> oh, right. Like you knew as you were saying it slowly, like I'm gonna drop it. There no, it I no, I slowly. <laughs> they don't hear it. <laughs> I haven't I haven't slept in about twenty two hours, okay? I'm trying. I'm trying to hang in. All right. I'll forgive you. Rip. <laughs> Hey, Massive, have you guys ever watched The Count of Monte Cristo? Not sure how the robot would feel about it, but has always been a favorite. Hi, Rags. Hello. I haven't... I don't think I've... Uh, there's been many adaptations of The Count of Monte Cristo. I don't think I've seen any of them. I read the book a long time ago. I honestly don't I haven't really know. seen any movies. Um, if I ever I saw one of them, it would have been fucking ages ago. I'm very unfamiliar with The Count. Yes. Yeah, unfamiliar. Same. Sorry. Uh, Chloe. I know Maybe we can have a Count of Monte Cristo arc where we watch multiple Every Count of Monte Cristo of movies. Everyone. Then we the rank the Count of Monte Cristo movies. The Count of Monte Cristo arc. Everyone wants to see it. Yeah. I know that. The count. The Count of like Monte Cristo arc. Up and they go, what? Count of Monte Crimbo. Tacomka. Even though I think that is actually kind of a neat premise for a series kind of thing of comparing I, different adaptations of the same source material. I know. I'm I'm full of amazing ideas. Yeah. I grew up surrounded by Super Chess. There it is again. There it is again. <laughs> I grew up surrounded by ideas. More of those. Uh, I was looking forward to this episode. I don't know which one they regard. That's got to be episode one, I assume, because that's how far back this is, but I don't know. Um... Hello, uh, I Dash guess just bullshit. this episode of EFAB in general about Arcane. Oh, right. That's probably it. I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty dumb for not realizing that. Uh, hello? You are pretty dumb, but it's okay. All of that's bullshit. Any ETA on Batwoman? No pressure. Just curious. All the best. Cheers. <laughs> I like that. Um, no pressure. No pressure. Nope. He says I do, I do feel pressured. <laughs> Minor spoilers. I did submit one for episode Batwoman? recently. Yes. Um, I submitted an episode... Uh, a couple weeks ago, um, Wait, another not for episode. Us, right? Huh? When, you, when, you, us, when right? you talk, it means that people can't hear what Das Bullshit's saying. Yeah, but yes. I, he said spoilers, and I wanted to make sure. I think that's, no, no, I think that's an important it's, it's thing. It's for them. Okay. I, I feel like you would already be privy to the information. All right, that's good. That's yeah. good. I don't. I just don't want to be sprawled on Batwoman. I think it worked. Yeah, yeah. The, I'm not. You know, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about the the show itself. I'm basically saying yes. A, meme. a Batwoman episode is finished. It did take me a little while to get the schedule ironed out for my day job, but um, second episode is all cut up. Um, and then I'm just gonna you know put in the funnies, and then I'll have another one in. It's just that right now, what's going on is we're just gonna try and get through the book of Boba Fett first before we start into the episode so i'm going to try and stack up as many as i can uh with the schedule getting weird on me and uh well i will say it's funny with so... book of boba fett uh it's like one of the shortest tv shows at seven episodes so i say that a lot of british ones <laughs> are six it's just weird it, it, it feels weird that it's seven episodes you're like oh damn they didn't even reach 10 you're like yeah i can't promise that you're gonna have like a shitload of episodes ready to go once book of boba fett is done but mm -hmm. i'm doing my best yeah, yeah, uh, we've got one, but it won't be coming until the Book of Boba Fett arc is done, which will be weeks from now, probably, Next. I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but we'll... Two weeks. I hope to have another episode done well, in that time, um, uh, but yeah. It'll be one to two, because I don't know if we're going to be doing anything about Boba Fett post that cover. Like, I don't know if we'll do an EFF stream or not. Oh, I see, yeah. Uh, probably not. I, I, 
I Unless... don't feel particularly passionate about talking about it, I will well, say. Well, it just depends on if someone <laughs> puts out a fucking video that's like, this was the most genius thing that's ever been done, you know, just stuff that, that's worth talking about or not. It'll depend. Um, but I'm pretty sure yeah. we'll have talked it to its I'm totally happy to move on from Boba Fett. I want to get <laughs> yeah. to you know, It sounds like what? such torture. Well, uh, the big part of Dude. it for me is that uh, doing it, it's like, so a couple of days a week dedicated to editing that rather than uh, editing and alternatively working on other stuff. Speaking I'm of... looking forward to having to go full tilt again back on the big project. <laughs> yeah, we can't guarantee it'll be out tomorrow because I've not even come close to checking its copyright issues. Um, and I still have a bit more to uh, to chop up this afternoon. But of course, it'll be out either Sunday at normally fab time or Monday at normally fab time. What I will say is you might not see this EVAP episode on time because I have a feeling when I re-upload this, it's going to be like ding, 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 ding. And I'll be like, great. <laughs> Um, yeah. I tried to cover it up, okay, chat? I did. And I saw some people being like, more well, copyright cover's not up when you're doing this part. <laughs> what are you, you doing? I do know this pain now, too, with Metal Sport. It's like, I want to show this, but... Yeah. <laughs> there are ways to be safe, but there, I really, for this show, was like, I've got to show you some of the expressions. I've got to show you, like... Absolutely. This, that, and the others, but... Um, it'll just mean I have to keep what I did with the some people don't even know the last episode I put a comment on it to tell you but I had to re-render it like fucking five times because it kept fucking pinging uh. us with cinema sins video not our like anything it's always it's... insane to me when it happens in a video coverage and the thing that's getting dinged is the video you're covering that's apparently or supposedly fine already because it's uploaded and then copyright system is like nah it's now it's not fine anymore so right i don't know if anyone else got this vibe but um yep that's a thing that we will cover for sure <laughs> <laughs> uh it ends with high rags <laughs> oh hello but uh don't worry that is a subject like the other one it we're definitely going to be going over that there's so much more for us to talk about just because we've had eight, well, six and a half hours of discussion does not mean we've covered even 1% of the show. Damn. Thoughts Part on the design of the Enforcers? I love it. Yeah, I think they look great. Yeah, yeah, awesome. I like the contrast of how they look when they are entering the Undercity versus how they look around Piltover. Yes. And the, I, the, yeah, lack, yeah, of, agree, the yeah. lack of the helmet and mask really contrast how the police look to the, the good neighborhood versus the bad neighborhood. Yeah. They also look like Muller, which is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> they were uh, a kind reference. I, I allowed, I, they paid me a lot to take that, but I was like, that's... No. Uh, someone said, why can't you just put yeah. the logo over top the whole thing? So that kind of defeats the fucking point, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was why it could take some time, because it might hit me for particular bits where I tried to show you guys something, and if it does, I'll try and find a way of covering up a little bit before <clears> and after so I can get it through. Um, but yeah, it could take some time for the arcing episode to get up. But this will be unlisted, and for some reason, when you've streamed it versus uploaded it, sometimes there's different rules. Like, this might yeah. be uh, unviewable by the time it's processed, but it also might still be available. So hang on to it if you want to re-listen to it or go back or whatever. It's really weird and dumb. Yeah. 
Uh, unbridled praise when, I assume that regards this show, I don't have any intention of doing that anytime soon, but I could definitely see myself making a video on this someday. Uh, I enjoy it. You may have been able to tell this. Frankly, I feel like uh, just doing the EFAB streams will, like, say everything. Oh, they will, but, like, I think that a lot of people will want... <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain, because it's a good point you just made in terms of, like... Why would you want to watch a video by me about Arcane after seeing my coverage of every single episode? And it's like, I don't know, I guess because you can be more pointed, you can use visuals to support you immediately, um, make comparisons and to I guess other the media format is, The format probably is ideal too, like, you know, yeah, nice I, script and everything. Yeah, that too, and, and just um, as an experience, a different thing, so. LOL was just the advertisement for Arcane. <laughs> that was uh, was some vision in the fucking marketing, man. Yeah. So awesome if that was the truth. They were like, we're gonna we're gonna make a TV show. So awesome. Mark no, Merrill no, no. and like the founders of Riot, they just sit down like, look, ten years from now, okay, yeah. it's all gonna pay off. The, but you're gonna have to trust me on this advertising strategy. But we are gonna build a fan base through a different medium. We're gonna funnel them into the TV show automatically, so that we can have. A fan base immediately. Trust us. Hey, if we're gonna do this, shouldn't we put the characters who are gonna be in the series in the game first? No, no, no. See, that's the good part, that's is the we long wait game. to put the characters in the game because when we put them in the game we'll have better technology and better artists, and then they'll look better, and that'll get more people interested, you see. Nice. Yeah. Um, been looking forward to hearing you massives talk about this. Always nice to watch a show and not get stung for caring. Hi, Rags. Hello. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. The best example of the show utilizing the fact that it's animated is probably the thing that happens on the bridge. A fair one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof, we'll talk about that scene for a while. <laughs> I know Super Chats. I grew up surrounded by Super Chat. <laughs> Number four. This show revived my hope for good content. Love you all, or love all of you here. Hi, Rags. Hello. Thank you. I'm glad you're having fun and, and such. A uh, neat animal I found. The satanic leaf-tailed gecko. Oh, boy. Satanic. Is I like it already. Satanic leaf-tailed leaf gecko. Oh, Oh, okay. Well, that explains that. Holy shit, is that um, his actual name? Europlatus Fantasticus? Fanta yeah, I just thought... That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No, Europlatus. <laughs> hey, okay. that a, so let's see. That is a neat creature. Look at that guy. Yeah, he looks like a leaf. Hey. That's legit. That's, like, really impressive. Wow. And not only does it look like a leaf, it can also look like bark on a tree. Yep. Or other things. Yeah. That is really interesting. What a mad lad of a lizard. Yeah, I agree, Mel. Thanks. Thank you. I forced my non-gamer family to watch Arcane. I told them to wait for episode 3 and they loved it, even though they never heard about LOL or even played a video game. That doesn't surprise me. It's really not reliant on that at all. Nope. Um... Trying to think of what is. What is like an adaptation into movies or TV from a game that requires you to have played the game? It's like that's actually very much uncommon, isn't it? Uh, mm. 
I'm pretty sure some manner of Final Fantasy probably would do it. Like, didn't did, did maybe because didn't the, some of the Final Fantasy movies kind of require you to? Uh, there was a the Final Fantasy 15 movie I remember that came out that was like tied directly into the game. I didn't watch it, but that's what I I think it was tied directly into the game, like Kingsglaive or something. Oh yeah, yeah, and then like people did kind of complain that um, it like didn't make any goddamn sense and it kind of needed the That's game in order to make any sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I guess the more interesting one is it's off-sided, but when uh, Halo 5, like if you want to understand Halo 5, you need to read a ton of books. You need to watch like the Halo Nightfall TV show. You needed to uh, right. listen to these. Um, It was like this, uh, like, uh audio series where it was uh like hunt the truth or something where you had to listen to all the audio files and read the comics and it was just like holy shit it used to be that you'd start the game and you didn't need to know anything else and the books would just enrich the experience for you not required um yeah uh frustrating to hear about i fucking hate that shit I don't well, yeah, want to read your stupid books to in well, order to be able to play the game, you know? I think I think I yeah, said even your if homework and stuff were really good, uh, and I'm not a particularly big fan of those books, at least some of them. Uh even if the books are really good, I still should not be required to read books to play a video game. <laughs> that makes you that that makes you sound like such a Chad. Like I shouldn't be able to read books to play a video game. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the Sigma Mal grind set. Don't read books. Play video games. Yeah, yeah you have like the virgin game. book reader versus the Chad video game enjoyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With his little dinky book. <laughs> Sitting there crying. I'm pretty sure it's he'd be like, there are books in my game. In my game. So That's right. <laughs> yeah. A complete breakdown of Arcane? It must be my birthday. Oh, wait, it is. Also, happy birthday, Metal. Also, also, hi, Rags. Thank you. Oh, hello. Um, yeah, it's part it's one Metal's now. It's birthday. It's amazing. It's part one now, yeah. It'll, it also, will be I shall, I shall leave now. I'm getting sleepy. Okay. Oh. Also, uh, Mom's coming over tomorrow for my birthday, so I'm going to get up at some point, I'm afraid. Mom. Bye, mom. Um, yeah. Want to come on stream? Yeah, your mom can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bring your mom on stream. One of our guests. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to talk about Arcane. It's awesome. It's great. Fantastic. Uh, but as we mentioned, chat, if you want some more Arcane discussion, Metal has a Forge episode. I do. Yes. I Metal's Forge Arcane. Or use the link in the description. Yeah, go 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 check it out. It's not as detailed. I did a little bit l less. A little bit. I mean, in the time we made episode one here, I was done with my stream, so <laughs> it's a little more condensed. I I I took some some things I liked, and then I talked about those ones. Okay, there you go. You can check that out. Also, you can see my thoughts because I won't be here next week because I'm 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 busy, Heimers. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the next Metal's Forge will be on Binding of Isaac, and I'm going to be joined by Weekend Warrior, so that should be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And also the birthday stream from yesterday is going to be up on the archive 
channel as well. We so. played Gothic Phone, everybody. Anyone yeah. And when you guys were gone, we also played Pummel Party. Yeah. Oh, so that Pummel was, some that was people. pretty fun too. Oh, yeah, I did. We did. We did Pummel everyone. But yeah, that's that's that for me. Thanks, thanks, thank you, everyone, for watching. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 There he goes again. Um, you don't like the song by Rags. Oof. Correct opinion, <laughs> however. Maybe that maybe it's that they're saying bye because it. you kicked them out. Maybe they're talk maybe it's another song one. like bye bye bye. Like in sync. Uh, yeah. You would have loved it if Imagine turned up. Insync aren't cringe at all. They're chads, man. They're just perfect. That's true. They really Everything are. they do, it's all gold. Lance is perfect. Do you think? Do you guys think someone like Tarantino would be able to incorporate pop music well? Pretty sure he has done. I'd have to check all the tracks yeah, he's used. So. I'm pretty sure he's used pop music before. Um, Tarantino's known. I think uh, it was a YMS video that first pointed this out and made me think about it. He's like, Tarantino has some kind of insanely great ability to just whatever song he's got at his hand, he'll use it really fucking well in, in a movie. And sometimes it'll just feel like when you look at the origin of the song or the genre and then the scene, you're like, how the fuck did this work? And it's like, well, kind of like James Gunn, I guess. Uh, they must both listen to a lot of music and very much pick them deliberately, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Love Arcane, the Sting song and the rest of the music, but F, F, FVCC. What does FVCC mean? Does that stand for something? F-E-C-C? F-V-C-C. Oh, F-V-C-C. Oh, that's, oh, that's yeah. Flathead Valley Community College. Oh, well, I think they might be saying fuck, because then it follows up with Imagine Dragons. Fuck that tacky song and fuck everyone who really vibed and headbanged to it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That's cruel and mean and cruel. Seems accurate. Hello, all. Uh, the Sting song is the right choice, though. That shit is fantastic. Um, if oh, yeah. You, yeah, yeah, the Sting song's fucking... Uh, if y'all plan to have a Halo Infinite breakdown, could I suggest getting LNG... Oh, LN Gaming, sorry. Uh, Halo Canon or Installation 00 on, for the lore portions. Just curious, stay long, and send my love to Wolf. So here's the problem. I don't Bringies, care about lore. Springy's possibly the most invested Halo person here, and he hasn't finished the campaign. Now, what do you think that I, means for me and Rags? Oh no. I had a friend who's really, really into Halo, and he he just he finished the campaign and he's like, eh. That's what yeah. I He was really keen on it at first, but then I guess it, it soured on him pretty quick. I almost started it, but I didn't, and then nobody talked about it. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Just sitting on my shelf, my virtual shelf. Um, but yeah, the fact that not if Fringy can't bring himself to complete it yet, then that's it ain't happening. There's not enough passion. And that's <laughs> the thing. You could be like, "What? You won't talk about that, but you will talk about Boba Fett." It's like, well, so yes, uh, because the passion is is enough, and the requirement is to watch thirty to forty minutes per week, right? Like, the problem with the Halo campaign right now is that that's a lot of hours that myself, Rags, and to an extension, Fringy would have to pack in and note up. And then to do like a, a good episode on it instead of just like, well, rather cover other stuff at the point passion wise. Yeah. As someone said in chat, it died. Yeah, it seems that way. Nobody's really talked about it. 
Well, Playbase has certainly fallen sharply. Um, and there is no, currently, I think they're working on it, but right now there is no roadmap for what's coming next. So, no clue what I'm meant well, to be. Yeah, a friend of mine who it. has beaten it only complains about it these days, uh, if ever it comes yeah. up. So. <laughs> it's just like, wow. My friend does, does the same thing, yeah. I still occasionally jump in to play some games, but I'm having a lot more fun playing Mario Kart like I am right now. Careful announcing that Nintendo might come after you. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo did you say the name of our characters? Copyright strike. Did you no did you stream allowed. that in any way? And you're like, um, maybe. I streamed it to my my eyeballs with the uh, the protons. Wow, band. Photons that hit my eyeballs. Enjoy your band. No, no, no. I thought it was that the play base is dwindling. Getting around thirty thousand people. It's just funny to see thirty thousand is dwindling. Like I guess well, it is relatively like comparison you know. to other games. No, yeah, like Apex Legends on Steam has like a hundred and twenty thousand people playing it's a much older game. What's uh um, what's the most played right? on Steam right now? Uh I'm pretty sure it'd be uh Dota Two. Typically it's Dota Two. Hmm. And then CSGO usually is the next one. Let me double check though. Really? Like Dota 2 is still top dog? I would. I was curious if any like Battle Royale shit has knocked it um, off. Or... I mean, I'm pretty sure that, uh, yeah, so number so number one is Counter-Strike. Number two uh... is Dota. And Dying Light 2 is number three right now. Then See, Apex. You know, so. That's interesting to me as like, um, if you had called, what was the most popular genre before the MOBA ones came in? You're like, oh, probably FPS, right? Well, it'd probably be MMOs. Well, um, I, I guess it, it depends on what era, because when, when, when was FPS's, like, top dog era? Like 2009, 2011. And yet, because kind of what I'm getting at is, like, the remnants of that is still more than present with CSGO being fucking number one. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but then, I mean, you look at the list, it's like, so we got Apex and PUBG are up there, Rust. Um, it's hmm. so funny to me that Apex is on Steam now. It is a bit funny, yeah. And Team Fortress is 2 is still in the top 10. Yeah, Team Fortress so, 2 I thought it was still an there. EA. Yeah. Oh. Nope, it's Steam again. Um, Rainbow Six Siege is still up there. Uh, but then you keep scrolling down, it's like, yeah, you don't get to Halo Infinite until 38. So, uh, it is below Gary's mod, it's below Warframe, it's below Payday 2 and Rocket League and Valheim and FIFA. I don't know if you know the answer uh, to this um, between you, Theo, and Frankie, but uh, what about LOL's player base? That's it. I'm pretty sure that's not public, but I think it's typically about 8 million. What? Fucking hell. Like, yeah, I think, I think LOL has I think a... Yeah, something like that. Um, you also... It depends on how you account for China, because we don't know Chinese player numbers. Uh, I type LOL player base into Google, and I see League of Legends player count has reached a total of 180 million monthly players in 2022. Oh wait, According better question then. Player number, tip, like average player, active player number, is there anything like that you can find? I have no idea. I figure I'm this, sure yeah. I imagine this is, is the monthly player base. Because... I think concurrent is about 8 million, though, or something along those lines, but yeah. the figures aren't public like they are on Steam. Man, mm. imagine being, like, all those companies that are just, I want to make a game like that, where it's successful forever. <laughs> it's just like... well, that's, that's what everybody wants. That's, like, that's the model. That's yeah. what they wanted to do with Battlefield, and look at how well that's turned out.
well, I was, I was um, just thinking, like, imagine being Halo right now. You're just like, fuck. Well, I have no doubt that that is a conversation that is being had right now. It's like, ooh, this is lower than I think we wanted. Um, though I guess, uh, ah, damn, it's gone. It was an observational on this top. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think there was an article that apparently Sony wants to do live service stuff too. Um, uh, well, oh well, you groan, but it was inevitable because I get that. I'm pretty sure that even with Halo Infinite's dropping player base, that it made more money in a couple of months than like God of War ever did, and that's like one of the best selling games on PlayStation. It just ain't the same profit margins. It's not the same margins. It's not the same amount of content, uh, like money over long term. That I'm sure they'll still keep making those games, but mm. yeah. Um, Thunder said, uh. The, the director at 343 tweeted that, hey folks, in November I said we'd have a Halo Infinite update uh, regarding the roadmap, the seasonal roadmap, co-op, and Forge in January. We need more time to finalize our plans. And it's just like, dude, you've already run out of steam. Like, Well, that's, that's yeah, that's the problem is it's like you're, uh, you're running out of time. You may well have already run out of time to capture that like, player base. They may have moved on. Yeah, it's like... But they have in large numbers. It's like putting an IV in, right? Like, it's like, you can do that, and it might bring them back, but, um... Hmm. I don't know. I, I didn't. Um, the reason I didn't play more is because I just didn't. The monetization just felt really scummy to me, and I didn't want to play the game. I just didn't feel like it respected well, a sort of investment. Board. Simple as that. It, I think that's the thing. Maybe Forge is what they need. Maybe Forge will uh, cause a long term maybe yeah. uh, resurgence in player base because it means that you've just got user generated content. Um, maybe. And then, and then there's not as much of an issue with the amount of... But Forge seems to be well far away. Um, they don't even have an, a roadmap to tell us when it's coming out. Like, it's probably months All away. All these years, and we didn't get a game that launched with Forge. Because the development was not, it was not smooth, clearly. All um, these years. Yeah, six years. In chat, you said it's not coming until late May this year. No, campaign co-op, I'm pretty sure, is not coming until late May this year. I think Forge is later than that. Mm. Great. Because we are technically in the season right now, which I've already completed. So I got three months where the only thing is I can unlock uh, a few things in the samurai event and that cyberpunk stuff. That's it. <laughs> There's no more progression, no new content or maps. Um, we're still missing certain game modes. No King of the Hill. No bomb assault. Um, I yeah, no, I don't know. Ninja not or Juggernaut. No, no infection. Just as like no a infection. base one. That one blows my yeah, mind. Yeah, it does seem like yeah. it's just lacking in modes and stuff mm -hmm. in maps. It just feels lacking. Yeah. And maps are a lot harder to add in quickly than hey, we added in tactical SWAT. SWAT's, SWAT's a lot easier to add than uh than one where you're trying to integrate like objectives or you know alternatively create a brand new map. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I like the show, but couple things. Why does a city with such advanced technology like teleporters have their troops using lever action rifles? So, Hextech... Ooh, is this spoilery? Um, um, uh, they kind of cover that in, like, the fourth episode, I believe. Well, let me be vague enough so that they can understand it. 
remember what Victor's reaction is when Mel, in episode, like, 8, suggests weaponization. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, tell the what. ability... Go ahead. It's, it's easy to make things, in a sense, especially new technologies, we see this a lot. It's easy to make things big, oftentimes, to scale things up is often easier than scaling things down and making them very small. Um, but if you think about like the hex gates, they allow for an insane improvement on something that practically didn't even exist. Long distance travel. That's, that's insanely, it's almost like it's an entire new thing. It revolutionizes travel. But making a hex tech version of a gun would just give you a hex tech version of a gun. So it's not a new thing. Yeah, that wouldn't necessarily be a new thing. It might not even be as good as using bullets, um, especially when the infrastructure for creating all those things currently exists. And it's an offensive weapon is also, you know, a big story point and character point relating to it. And I think they may have to answer that question when we hit season two, though, with what's happening. They might have to, to yeah. To add to that, uh, before the development in episode four, I guess, uh, Vic, like, well, that development, I think it's Victor specifically says that it allows them to create portable devices. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get into all of that. There, are, I know there were criticisms of the world building between three and four. Uh, we'll totally get into all of it. Mm. Um, also, uh. We will talk about that. They've brought up something else. I'm I'm aware of that one too. They're highlighting a, a plot armor instance. We will talk about it. Well, it'll be talked about. Um, first two seasons of Castlevania are good. The other two are really bad. That's what I've heard. Mm -hmm. Everyone else has heard the same. I haven't seen season. That's I what I've heard. The first two seasons, but I didn't watch it after that. Uh, Sounds I've like heard a friends up. disparage parts of season two, but. I haven't seen anything for myself, so I can't comment. Um, I do know that they were like big Castlevania fans. I didn't so have a very strong to attachment to Castlevania. I just remember like a lot of the the fights were pretty cool. Honestly, Castlevania was something I, I that was Monitor Two content for me. I honestly probably didn't absorb it as much as I could have. I mean, I do intend to eventually watch it. it the prize is the first two seasons. Um, we need a season two, given there are character arcs interactions yet to be resolved. Cautiously optimistic, the next one is as good as season one. Agreed. Fuck, if they mm -hmm. can, if they can Stay. get it to be as good as season one, that'll be more than happy as far as I'm concerned. Uh, mm. making it better? Whoa. Whoa. Can you imagine? That'd be nice. Chance for EFAP movies for the 1993 Bob Hoskins Mario Bros. movie with a new one when the new one comes out? We we have tooled that idea. It will depend on what we're up yeah. to at the time. I love the idea yeah, of watching those back-to-back. Back. It would be hilarious to see 93 versus 20-whatever. 20 22. Then. Oh, shit, really? It's coming out next year. Yeah, it's coming out around Christmas. <laughs> what a great gift. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas, Chris Pratt Mario. <laughs> 
Whoopee, and better yet, fucking Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong. Oh, that's going to be really cool. <laughs> Dolly Day, Luigi. <laughs> that's so funny, though. That is very funny. It sounds I... like it was made just to fuck with people, and I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, but it's illumination. Um, also, high rags. Hello? Bringy, why are you a bird? I'm not a bird, I'm a plague doctor. Jeez. Plague doctors are birds. They're not birds, yeah, they just wear a beak mask and birds have beaks, like we've been bird. over this. We, yeah, we've been over this, but also there are animals that are bird. have beaks that don't, that aren't birds. We went over No, they have bills. Pie. They have bills and No, chitin. we covered this and you Yeah, were we did. We established that other, yeah, they have bills. It was absolutely established that you were wrong on that one. I'm sorry. Nope. Is it mm -hmm. possible for me to create a character that is both a bird and a plague doctor? Ah, uh, yeah, of course. You could have a Chozo plague doctor. They'd be both a bird person. Yeah, and that could a, be your furry OC. Oh, baby. What, a Chozo plague doctor? It could also not be your furry OC. Yes, let's yes, not. That's true. That. Definitely your furry just, OC. I, that could, could be your, your fursona. Your plague doctor. Your your plague doctor bird is your fursona. Uwu. <laughs> Uwu. Oh. So there's an episode of there's an episode Gu of South Park that you should watch. Right? Uh, <laughs> the episode is called Fish Dicks. Um, and <laughs> in that episode, we explore how Cartman, he just he, he his interpretation of events just gets warped. Like he he <laughs> earnestly believes false things because of his ego. Do you identify really with him? I'm, I'm saying that I would recommend <laughs> that you take it, you watch that episode. Not only because the fish dicks joke is really funny. That's the one with I Kanye just, West. I just think, yes, it is. Uh, they yeah. recently did an orchestral, orchestral rendition of his yeah. theme song. <laughs> oh my god! I'm a gay fish, gay fish, motherfucking gay fish. I'm a fish, yo. Pretty, pretty good song. I guess all things considered. It is. Talking, it's a pretty good song. It's the main yeah. talk theme as well, and a bunch of. Others. They did a whole bunch. I wonder if the, they should do the one where he was singing, where they had Kanye West return to reprise his iconic role, and he was singing about how Kim Kardashian isn't a hobbit. <laughs> My girl ain't no hobbit. That was a Quizno, and that bitch went to rob it because she got that ham that she rubs on her cellulite while she's drinking her grog and singing those very songs <laughs> at night. My girl ain't no hobbit. Please, God, yeah. tell me I'm not gay to no hobbit. And then you have the little group in the background. She is not a hobbit. While he's there <laughs> looking around, <laughs> awkwardly as the realization sets in. Yeah, <laughs> nothing nothing wrong South with being Park a hobbit, theme. you know? Hobbits are. In the main South Park theme, orchestral thing, the absolute cast iron will on the person having to sing Kenny's line. Kenny's line, like, exactly. <laughs> How did you do that with a straight face? I'm sure it took many takes. I'm sure they did it. They did another one too, because I think they did. Uh, they did the San Diego jacking it in San Diego. They yeah, did they that, did. and I think they did Carl's mom's a bitch. That'd be which is kind of an interesting one because it was already an orchestral uh, in its original mm. form. I that that's I'm sure we've never talked about it on EFAP because it probably never come up. South Park, like the movie. Is like a really good musical. Oh, I love like that it's, movie. It's a, it's, it's a remarkably strong musical. Um, well, it's not even remarkably strong because they've proven again with like the Book of Mormon that they're incredibly talented at creating musicals. Mm -hmm. 
um, Blame Canada won a, an an Oscar, I think, uh, for best original song. I think it won. Yeah, yeah, it won. Uh, or at the very least, it was nominated. What's the worst piece of media, craft-wise, that you have near unequivocally enjoyed watching? Infinity Tisms, probably. Yeah. One of the worst fucking things I've ever seen, but man, it was pretty funny. <laughs> That's definitely up there. When, um, when they went to the beginning of time to battle the giant space monitor man. That was... Oh, that's up there because it's like a one or a two or it's a one, right? A one. Yeah, I think that's a Definitely one. a one. I think that's our one. Um, a Wrinkle in Time was kind of a mind fuck. That was enjoyable in a, in a strange way because it was just it was it, it's also a one. Mm -hmm. It often gets forgotten. It's pretty but, enjoyable. There's a lot of the cabbage monster was pretty good. The cabbage monster and the big uh Oprah, just the weird shit. Um, Trying to make a little kid a villain. Oh god, that was uh <laughs> and then they say, What is the largest enjoyment slash quality show you've seen? Now I assume those are two questions, because I, I, I would split them up. Largest enjoyment I've gotten out of a show will be the Buffyverse. Doesn't, doesn't surprise. Uh, best quality show I've seen. I usually opt for Breaking Bad when I when I give one for that. Um, yeah, safe choice. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'll just go with that. What other what other answers we got going here? Not hmm. for just generally most enjoyable content you've had. Most enjoyed TV show versus. What you think the best TV show is? Quality wise, I don't know what the best is. I I really like Chernobyl a whole bunch. Um, of course, I really like Arcane. Uh, but I'm not huge into TV shows. Don't watch many of them. Uh, so I don't have nearly as big of a pool to select from. I don't often sit down and watch them. It's definitely the exception when I do sit down and just watch a show. Um. I've been watching a, a series of lectures on ancient Egypt on Wondrium. That was that's neat, mm. but not quite the same thing. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I'm not I'm not a big show guy. Not a big show guy. Yeah, same. And it takes a level of a uh, commitment that sometimes you just don't have time for. Doesn't help that a lot of TV is uh, crap. Not great. Terrible. Yeah, horrible. crap. Let's go for that. No good. Very yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No right. Maybe Duma, do you have any anything to add to this wonderful conversation? Wait. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, but that was that's all we got for now. Who knows what'll happen in future? Uh for for, uh, for that question I meant. Unless you got uh I'm trying to think. Best probably just goes to Bly for me. Either that or Breaking Bad. I want to put Better Call Saul yeah, in there as well. Really I good. like that show a lot. Yeah. Favorite is not to be disclosed here. I'm well. I, I you know what? That's fine. All um, right. Hi, Rags. Hello. Have you guys seen the trailer for Run, Hide, Fight? And if so, what do you think? That is the I do dual shooting film, right? Um. Oh, oh I that makes sense based off of the name because that's generally what they they tell you to do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. 
I think Daily Wire produced it, and so some people are very curious about what we thought of it. Um, oh. I saw the trailer, and I think I came away thinking to myself, I mean, it could be good. I don't know. Um, but I haven't seen it. That's all I got. Wasn't there, like, another one by them with Gina Carano? Yeah, I think they're making another one. I don't think it's out yet, though. I don't know. But yeah, I think she's 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 up with them in some way. Yeah. I forget what the name of the film is supposed to be. I don't really follow too closely. Uh, but yeah, I don't think anyone's seen it, right? I'm not even sure how many people here have seen the trailer. I know I did, but... I, I did not. I did not see the trailer, no. I don't want to... I want to go into run high fight without any expectations. I just want it to wash all over me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hi-ho. Hi-ho. It's hi off to Singapore we go. Very true. <laughs> hi-ho. Uh, if you're thinking about getting Dying Light 2, it's glitchy as hell. Yeah. I played the prologue. The prologue is two fucking hours, by the way. Um, Jeez. and yeah, there was already like a, a whole lot of jank that was pretty present in the first game too. So like, yay, very familiar turf. Oh, first one's a bit, oh, it's got some jank in there. It's got some janks. I still enjoyed the first one. Don't get me wrong. Me too. The first one is a good bit of fun, but yeah. I would definitely recommend there. the first game quite a bit. I really appreciate that it's mature in a respectful way, not like the boys. I think they're talking about Arcane, and um... Yes! I agree. Uh, this is one of the things that hit me with this at the ending of Episode 3. Like, how mature of you? Which doesn't really... Oh, I don't find myself saying that about stuff that often. Mm. Um, no. I, Arcane seriously, respects you as a viewer, which is yeah, nice. It, it respects you big. It's such a strange thing to say, but when Viper it too. I was like, "Wow, oh, had that happen? Oh, All right, punch that <laughs> kid." I um, do. I guess just want to push back a tiny bit and say, like, I, I think we should reserve a show's right to be crude if that's what it's trying to be. Like, um, are you referring to when it can just it, like, like the boys where it's just like fuck, 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 explosion of meat? <laughs> uh, I suppose so, yeah. It's not like we're... Yeah, but I don't think that's that's what that means. I don't think it's like... you yeah, you can't I was thinking of. ...can't do it. Um, they're gonna be... I'm trying to think of examples. There are plenty... I would go as far as saying I enjoyed the, um... The Invisible Man explosion that happens. I forget his name because I haven't consumed boys' content in so long mm -hmm. now. But it's episode two, I think. Um, yeah. It's... It's... There's a lot to say about that scene that works really well with that. But as was pointed out to the fucking writer... That doesn't make any sense, because it should be that the explosion is impacted, like, it should be that he goes, mm, and then falls over, because it wouldn't pierce or break any of his skin, because the whole point is that it can't be broken. Um, and he just said, yeah, but it wouldn't look as cool. I remember that was a, uh, you just reminded me of something, I remember in Luke Cage it was specifically a plot point that they used, like, a Chitauri bullet that could actually penetrate Luke's skin, and because of that... It was very difficult to do surgery to save his life because there was like nothing that you could penetrate. I think they had to use his eye, like a part of his eye, and it was like a whole plot point. You can't establish it as a thing that protects somebody and then not consider the ways in which it screws them over. 
That's just like basic balancing of like your power yeah, and your characters. That's the thing. Um, and it's a bit of a like letdown when that happens. But like the point I was trying to make was more so that you could call that crude and something I enjoyed and um, I think was suitable. Right. I, but I'm wait. What was the what's well, the question? Oh, so so the person said that um, they're happy that Arcane was respectful in a like it was mature in a respectful way rather than the opposite being something like the boys. And I think what we took from that was right. they're saying that the boys is much more like we're mature. Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, there is, <laughs> there, I mean, there is absolutely a conversation. I've said it so many times. I feel like a broken record, but like Arcane is an anomaly in terms of Western adult like mm. animated animated shows. There are. Most are trying. Most are trying to be comedies, and of the ones that are trying to be comedies, most are edgy Not funny. or crude. Or- I think crude is the word. Oh! Yeah, I think crude is probably the word because it's like you-, you go through the list, and it's like so. I, I guess the problem is that when I think about a lot of the ones that I like, it's like well, a lot of them aren't. I don't really think Archer is like crude. I guess there are aspects of it that are crude, but I feel like it almost downplays how intelligently written it is. It's like the same for The Simpsons and. I guess South Park would definitely be described as like uh, a crude show, but you know, it's it's smart, mm. right? Like it's not. I, I guess it would be more so that when we talk about it, feels like just that the the ideas that people have in their head of what an animated show can be is a little bit narrow. Um, maybe in part because of the the still existing problem that people like cartoons are for kids. And so, like, it's almost this knee-jerk in the opposite direction. We are so not for kids. Like, this is this is so much for an adult. See, look, he said fuck. You know? Yeah, that means we're for adults. I hope that Arcane um, sort of... I think Arcane had one F-word? I, well, well uh, I, yeah, exactly. I think... Two. In any case, it's just, man, I do hope that what people pull from Arcane is, like, please you can do you don't have to just be a comedy you don't just have to be you can just make a drama you can just make a drama and have it be animated it's think, um, it's animation it's a medium it is not it it tells you nothing about what kind of story you have to tell or how you have to tell it yeah uh just to go on defense a little for crude uh that's why i brought up translucence mm-hmm. explosion it's like that was something i i enjoy and it's done for and as was mentioned in chat, the Pulp Fiction head explosion is fucking fantastic. But you can absolutely oh. say that's crude. And it's like, well, yeah. I mean, part of the... When Cartman shoves food up his butt and craps out his mouth, that's crude. It's funny. I just, <laughs> yeah, we would talk... So I assume if we were to add like a caveat onto the statement, I am assuming they're just saying that The Boys is, does it in a way that's really fucking cheap uh, a lot of the time. Um, A yeah. lot of the time, yes. Yeah, sausage party. That, that's just... something that comes to mind. Well, so cautious about closing doors in terms of writing styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be controversial because I laughed at Sausage Party a lot <laughs> when I watched it the first time. I, remember I had trouble with it because off. I just fucking hate Seth Rogen, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I just found, I think the premise was so amusing to me that it helped carry me through the whole thing. Even though the premise doesn't really follow much at all, right? When do they become alive? Like, does a sausage become alive when it is turned into a sausage? Or I'll let you know when a sausage comes alive. <laughs> Damn Thanks. it, I'm trying to have a serious discussion about the world building of Sausage Party. Seth Rogen's <laughs> comedy movie. World building of Sausage Party. A video essay by Fringy. No, never. 
Uh... Touch your heart, you know it to be true. No. Well, they thought it was saying, I hope we get more like this rather than the boys. It's like, oh, 100% that. Absolutely. I... Easily. God, yeah, the yeah. Boys is uh, yeah God, I can yeah. agree with that 100%. Easily. Because um, maybe crude stuff would actually hit way better and harder if there wasn't so much of it compared to not at all well, crude, mature stuff. One it's of, really one of the oversaturated things at the moment. People complain the most about all the Netflix animated shows. Like, in but, Bojack's yeah. favorite, it tries not to be like a lot of the other Netflix animated shows where it's just like knockoff Family Guy. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's terrible on its own. They're all. You're right. Knockoff about Family Guy. That is really common, actually. You're right. It, Very common. It's yeah, so Family Guy... common. They, they it makes them think because like it's it's very much like Family Guy's fault that they're like I'm gonna have a young character who swears like crazy. I'm gonna have a really yeah. old character who swears like crazy because you I'm just wouldn't really a, expect that. Isn't that crazy? A talking dog. When have you ever seen a talking dog or a talking fish? Well, I. That, well, <laughs> that's that's true. There is one talking dog here, but talking dog, talking dog, um. I don't know, but now it seems like Rick and Morty has become the new one yep. uh, that is getting, it was Star Trek Lower Decks, that's like, that's Rick and Morty Star Trek, that's what that is by the looks of it anyway. And the comedy looks the same so art fucking style. weak. Yeah, uh, and Hoops has a similar art style to Rick and Morty as well. Um, yeah, th that's become the new thing. It, it is so interesting how it's in trends. First it was The Simpsons, then it was Family Guy, now it's Rick and Morty. Ooh. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, also, happy I birthday, think... Metal. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Metal. Is it your birthday? This, I, I, I still have a little bit more on this topic as well because it's, it's something I've thought about. I, uh, something that is a little bit frustrating about Family Guy and the influence it's had is that, uh, Family Guy's animation has deteriorated significantly, uh, to a style that is incredibly bland. Um, and when we talk about, like, movement and animation itself, it's so limited and static um, that it almost feels like a computer makes it. And unfortunately, a lot of the ones that then try to do the Family Guy thing have a similar issue in terms of the animation, where it's it's just so limited. It's not bouncy at all. It's the same poses. It's arms by the side, one arm up, two arms up, two arms up, but a little bit closer to the chest. Um, arms hanging forward. So they got their arms up and like T Rex. That's it's like those same four or five arms that they do over and over and over again. And then um, it is not the like smiling pose. friends. No, smiling friends is a, a, just a strong example of again what you can do with animation, where you have a bunch of crazy wacky characters and this kind of weird clashing of styles that blend together somehow. That it just somehow works as this weird surreal uh, thing. Um, yeah. There's Reading so much Spolton. you can do with animation. You, It's like in that Harry Partridge cartoon. With animation, you can. It's a really good video. It just establishes the point very clearly. You can do whatever you want, so do it. Hey, y'all remember Go Animate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talking about the cheap Go family guy style. Harry Partridge, again, Harry Partridge made a cartoon shitting on Go Animate, where he just makes the point, like, <laughs> In Go Animate, can you is there a canned animation that transforms your hand into a gay lobster who's excited for the new Captain America movie? It's like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can't. Go Animate? Yeah, I've never. Yeah, it was like some web-based, like browser-based 
uh, animation like software that had programs. Oh my god, this just looks like Family Guy. Well, it yeah, does. So it just it was, <laughs> uh, Go Animate was basically you you could like drag and drop hand animations and stuff. So like it's not really you're not really like an. It's you're, you're not directing pre-done animations. Well, it's yeah, just, you know, like I don't because people shit on tweens, but like you can use tweens really well. Rick and Morty uses Wait, tweens. tweens? Really great. Yeah, so like you know, you know how like when you think about frame by frame, like usually when you think of animation, you think of like frame by frame, which is like what the Disney animated films used to be like, where like I each guess, individual yeah. drawing, and then you filter through those. Then drawings, another one. Then like, another one. Yeah, but they're all individually drawn. Whereas with tweens, you create like objects that you move around, so you might make the hands little objects. Okay. So instead of drawing, oh, there's them a lot again, of the early internet stuff. Was that a lot of early internet stuff? Yeah, yeah. Tweens, Flash but... animation, big time example, right? Yeah, so, yeah legendary yeah, lily pad and all that. But the thing is, is it's <laughs> common now in general, like for television animation in particular, to use tweens. But but that's the thing. Like tween is a technique. Like you can use tweens and make something really cool. Not everything needs to be. Uh, frame by frame animated though i definitely have a preference for that um but like that's what that's that's kind of like what go animate was leaning more into is like it's not really you are moving images so like it is animation technically but it's kind of like you've lost the spirit of what animation is meant to be um or what what i think it ought to be part of the reason why arcane is so cool as a project to exist is part of the reason why like when you look at a project like um a fox in space where it's it's like all hand-drawn 2d animator looks like an 80s cartoon and it's really expressive and no single frame like it's it's never the same it's constantly changing and dynamic it's just God, it was it's one of the praising arcane all about, stream one well, well i'm about to praise 101 dalmatians one of the most fun <laughs> parts of re-watching that film was just how expressive and, and fluid and bouncy all the characters were. And it's just something so charming about it. I love it. I... Mm -hmm. Also, I can't wait for a Fox in Space episode 2. That's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. I'm keeping an eye on it. Um, you know how long it'll be? Awesome uh, I think well, it's, it's looking be like it's going to be feature minutes. length at this point. So I think, I think it's going to be about 25, 30 minutes. Um last i checked which is about two and a half times as long as the first one and i believe that the creator has said that there are like twice as many frames now in terms of the animation as well compared to the original which is insane to think about because the original was already going above and beyond for what you would expect of a one-man project essentially um, yeah, as far as I know, now he's got a staff and he's using like uh blender and shit too. He's using blender now, yeah. Um which is from what I, I, I hear, I hear that Blender is really great, uh, and that it's and the big thing that works in its favor is it's free, but that mm -hmm. it is kind of a steep learning curve. There's a lot to learn. It's like it's not, it's not for two D animation. It's it's more so for um three <laughs> D modeling. Mm -hmm. But he's um, blended the two like seamlessly yeah, no, he's, very well. So he's it, he's done a great job of that. He absolutely has. I will happily and what's, wait for those projects. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Um, Blender, you, you know, it was nuts because I remember Blender was first up and coming and it was like kind of like what you would expect of like maybe the Windows Movie Maker of uh, 3D software at the time. Now it has basically dethroned Maya. It's like, wow. Jesus Christ. Wow. 
That's that's pretty crazy. Wow, it dethroned Maya. Yeah. Be fair, I actually, I used Maya once upon a time. It was, it was, oh, wow. Well, that's another story. But um, I just want to read this out specifically to Theo. Theo, you ready? Yeah. I feel like you may already have read it, but... The Clone Wars walked so that Arcane could run. Ugh. <laughs> oh my no. god. Don't... Well, I said... I have said I'm gonna use comparisons to Arcane to gaslight Clone Wars fans because it's everything the Clone Wars wishes it was. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I feel like uh, it's not an apt comparison. Like, first of all, Clone Wars was like semi-serialized. It was not like a hard, like, serialized TV show. There were arcs and stuff, but it, it, yeah. Hmm. Um, what? Why would they be saying that though? Like, the, <laughs> the, the Clone Wars. Well, one of them's animated, and the, <laughs> and the other, other one is also animated, so that might as well be the same thing. <laughs> yeah, one of them is the forerunner for the other, despite one yeah. of them being terrible. I would just expand it at that point and be like, "Oh yeah, Batwoman walked so that Arcane could run." <laughs> oh yeah. I love Lucy walks so that Breaking Bad could run. <laughs> They're both Maybe that's true for you. Maybe that's true. Well, I guess to a certain extent it's true. All creative work is derivative in, in like some sense, but I don't uh, yeah. Listen, I, I don't see the, the Iliad walked so that the Clone Wars could run. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, how far back do we want to trace all this? Back to back comments. Theo is right, you know. Calm down, Theo. Go no, out of it is the precursor I'm, to Arcane. I'm sorry, but I, I need to, like, the Clone Wars art style is fucking repulsive, dude. Oh it's hideous. I, because, I, oh no, I don't, I like don't it. agree. I don't agree. I, I, I really it's not it I don't think it's repulsive, but I don't like it at all. Um, The moment I, I started looking at how bits of characters' bodies, like, connect, it it started to terrify me. Like, the easy one is Ahsoka's shoulders are, like, sharp. They are straight-up right angles, and you look at the way her jaw connects to her That's neck, what a real woman looks like. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, well, have you seen Rosario Dawson? Is she orange? Yes. The right-angle shoulders. Hmm. Cool. The epic, the epic of Gilgamesh crawled. The epic of Gilgamesh crawled. Cavemen so rambled on at the fireplace so that Arcane could run. That's yes, right. Did. Uh, um, I don't think that the Clone Wars. I think that I. I don't think like it's a great art style, but I think that it's fine. I was well, certainly the, biased against it. The problem you highlight isn't with the style at that point, right? It's just the use of that style, um, like specifically, like because you. This sounds like a problem that could be solved. The uh, the the body being weird, right? Um, I think. Well, I would call that a problem of the art style because it's arising from the sort of caricatured way in which they're trying to do things. Mm. But like, but I assume you would say that's an instance where it's not working. Meanwhile, there are instances where it, it does. Uh, would I say it's like? I guess depends what you mean by working, because I guess Obi Wan looks alright. Uh, I guess that's what I mean. I don't think anyone looks good. I won't. I wouldn't say any part of it looks good. I don't think. Okay. How much do uh, we think it is relevant to talk about budgetary limitations? <laughs> That's a tough one. With 3D animation, it's probably more of a factor than 
with guess. all animation it's a factor oh, really yeah um how much money like rick and morty clearly has a big budget for its animation compared to other shows oh, certainly like, as the season's well, went on how like the, fair is it to compare the fifth yeah. season was almost obnoxious with how it was like time for a huge action scene with all of our animation going crazy and you're like yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I remember listening to a, because uh, I have the first two seasons on Blu-ray, I remember listening to the the uh, audio commentary about how hard it was to, uh, in the total recall, how many characters they had to design and yeah. find a way to integrate in. It's like, yeah, it's so much work. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie was gay. Hello, Goo Man. Happy birthday, Muda. Also, hi, Rags. Arcane is a masterpiece. Hi! A masterpiece. A piece of the hmm. master. Elusive, this master. <laughs> Collecting him. <coughs> Have you guys watched the uh, TIE Fighter short film by Ota King Animation? It's an excellent one-man animation for Star Wars. A bit rough for the animations of people, but is otherwise excellent. Oh my god. I've heard it's pretty darn impressive for one person. But I don't know much about it myself. I don't what think I ever watched Sorry? it, but I've heard of it. Uh, it's called Tie Fighter Short Film. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. That was inc that was incredibly impressive for one guy. Um, I remember. I think the same guy did a an animation for Warframe that was really cool, like a hundred days of Warframe. Um, yeah, no, that's a cool one. Um, I have to agree with Rags. In that the vocal tracks for me came off as super distracting. Honestly, I would have loved them as instrumental. Note, I don't mind when it's the song where the band is framed. Oh, I guess they're saying they don't mind it when it's in-universe. Um, I think a lot of people find it the reverse. I don't That's know, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, uh, as for as for instrumental, hell yeah, I'd be totally on board with it, making an instrumental in the intro. I still don't know that I'd say it works, but I think it would work. Better. Though you lose the lyrics at that point, which do have meaning for the uh, the images they're attached to, it's it's a complicated thing, you know. Yeah, again, I feel like it would have been remedied if they had used the intro in the second episode. I think it would have been fine then. Certainly would have been better not pairing it with that prologue. Um, yeah. He hates me. He lied to me. The Spider-Man wants to be my enemy. Why would you post oh, this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it might be the worst thing. Just <laughs> why did you do that? Like he's sitting there next to right right next to Hans, and he's like, "All right, uh, Mr. Z." All right, here's what's going to happen. He's going to, the lyrics are, he hates me. He lied to me. Electricity. No. You think that's good? You think that's a keeper? Are you sure about the hate on me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like Mario, man. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Um, the best part about having never played League before watching is that unlike my friends, I was never sure who was going to live or die in any given scene. Joke's on you. I felt the same way. <laughs> and a lot of them were really shocking because of it. Also, high rags. Hello. Look, we've been over it, so it's not a spoiler. I didn't think Clagger and Milo were gonna get fucking killed. I knew they weren't in the game. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I didn't just... think they'd just die off that hard. Yeah, I just didn't. I, didn't I, I had suspected that 
one of them was gonna die because I just I got that the vibe of his circle of friends and you know they're they're showing that they could go a little rough here so oh we got our four character oh one 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 of these guys they're gonna fucking die I remember you saying um, yeah, I didn't you thought maybe that that yeah. would be what ranked the stakes right you were saying that um yeah one of the kids it. dying mm -hmm. and then it went better than I even expected you got two, two of them got yeah. fucking killed two of them got both fucking kids killed. and their dad. Pocket sand. That's, That's not as much fun when an adult <laughs> dies, though. <laughs> when it comes to women, would you rather give them equal rights or equal lefts? Appreciate you all massively. <laughs> How about we give them <laughs> both? <laughs> well, we've tried equal rights, and that clearly was a mistake. So let's try for equal lefts and see how that works out. I don't even know what it means, but I'm all for it. Give them both. I uh, only have both. one big qualm. It's that scene from later on, and uh, no. I thought I think it with women. I thought a thing, and then it turned out the thing wasn't the thing. It had me confused. That will be discussed one hundred percent. Nobody's we're going to be missing that topic. Um, I always hate how people say that the beginning of something is boring. That's where you do most of the setup. I, look. I, I get it. So I just do. don't have to be boring. I get it. Uh, I understand when people were saying that one and two were eh, but three was oof. It doesn't even. I would never describe one and two as bad. It's just that, dare I say, pacing wise, and this is gonna happen where you're just like, mm hmm. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. And the thing is, when you get told, it, it, it might be to do culturally with like how much recommendation it gets, because you watch those two episodes and you're just like, this show's fine don't really understand why everyone's so passionately telling me to watch it. Um, I think that was a completely normal reaction for everyone to have, but I would hesitate in, like, I, w I don't want to be too critical of them for that. The thing is, as Rags has just said, which is very true, uh, they don't have to be that way. Now, I wouldn't want to, I don't want to claim like they're just not engaging, because I was engaged. I guess I was just set expectations in a particular place, but you know, like, I always cite the pilot from Breaking Bad, where it's like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, that was a great pilot. It was wow. A, it was a movie's worth of content in one episode, and it sets the stage for the entire season. I don't know that they could have, like, nailed it more in terms of engagement. Holy fuck, what a good job. Could Arcane's first episode have been that? It's like, maybe. And would that be better? Maybe. Sometimes I guess that's just kind of the, the folly of having a show with lots of characters. They had a lot of work to do, and I think they did a it lot. well. You got a lot of work to do, yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it complicated, uh, but I still absolutely... You, you would have watched us, presumably, uh, gush over how good the first two episodes are for, like, five hours. So, you know we think they're good. I just understand that a lot of people um, weren't quite jazzed until episode three of watching a drama unfold. Uh, I know Super Chats. I grew up surrounded by Super Number five. New Zealand is here. Hi. Oh, hi, New Zealand. <laughs> um, <laughs> Riot's handle of LOL's lore is atrocious. They retconned lore and made it terrible. That's why I quit six years ago. Reject LOL. Rejoin Bionicle. <laughs> That's why <laughs> Bionicle. <laughs> I was gonna say you quit six years ago, so it's not even the same story anymore, right? Like probably. Yeah. 
like they changed the law, but they had good reason to do so, and there was a long period of retconning, but it's stable now. Like other than the stuff that they haven't yet got around to updating to the new law. Uh, they ended it with like, SRB, by the way. I don't... Serb. Serb. Yep. Serb. Uh, pop music doesn't fit the Victorian era aesthetic. I wouldn't even cite that as the reasoning. There's probably a lot of pop songs that might work, depending, especially because it's like steampunk and uh, sci-fi fantasy mixed in with Victorian. Like it's 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 this whole mashup. I think you can mash a lot of things in with it, including pop music or maybe rap music. Who knows Word. what they might try? Uh, I don't know that I would ever want to call an entire genre wouldn't fit with. Victorian's uh, Victorian style or influence. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable saying that because it's just, especially, I'm not one to like stand for pop music. I don't really care about pop music that much. But I mean, it's it's a pretty Mahler big. Muller's lying all the time in our calls. He stands for pop music. It's usually something I have to get out of the way before we can talk about anything else. Yeah, so yeah, it doesn't come never, out during he, the stream. He won't tell yeah. you this. He won't admit it. No. But Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. He loves that song. <laughs> it was funny, everyone was like, say that was the song, and I was like, which one is that? Because there's too many pop songs that I'm familiar oh, with. Welcome to the new age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's so many of those songs that I don't know who made them or what their names are, you know? Mm -hmm. A great example of that is the yeah, Jeremy, I don't know which one, yeah. Jeremy Renner song. Like, because people were like, Jeremy Renner sings. And I was like, really? And it's like, yeah, listen to his most popular <laughs> song. Is it not the most fucking generic pop thing you've ever heard? And you listen to it, you're like, wow, that is just pop song. It's the formula. It's so interesting to think about. Um, but yeah, I I don't as if I know anything about pop music as a as a does that literally just refer to music that is popular? Uh, how does it yes, work? I think that is. I video, think that video. is how the genre is defined. Imagine baggins. So like, <laughs> Imagine baggins. Well, I guess it's interesting because pop songs from the eighties, like out of you know, like it's called out of touch, right? The 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 damn it, mm -hmm. what was that called? <laughs> Yeah, that's well. That's the song. Yeah, I really like that song. That one's pop song, but it's like, is it pop song in the same way that Imagine Dragons Radioactive is a pop song? Because they're very different songs. Yeah, and at that point, and just you can imagine there's gotta be some songs in that genre that you can pick from to match certain events. Yeah, sure. Gotta be. Won't you tell me, boom, 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 why work so hard for you? But yeah, um, like I said, we'll try and talk more about their song choices as we go through, but I think we're past the most controversial one being Enemy. Hmm. That shouldn't be controversial. It is terrible. Okay, Rex. Uh, first super chat here, Mewsley. Am I the only one who thought that Heimerdinger sounded like Voxus? Oh, and hi, Rex. Uh, hi. I suppose you can kind of... Yeah, well, there's something there. Bit. The only thing is, I... I heard Heimerdinger extensively before I heard of Voxus at all, so like he just evokes Heimerdinger to me, if you know what I mean. But I can totally see how you connect him to uh, Voxus. Yeah. Throat my three hundred pound cock, dear boy. Oh no! <laughs> you you think Heimerdinger is Hungerdinger? <laughs> Hungerdonger at that a... point, right? Hungerdonger. <laughs> he is known as the Donger in the mm -hmm. game. The Hungerdonger. Yep. He Relative better... to body size. Alright, let's see. Oh, he'll <laughs> make me He's a hymen zinger. Oh my god. <laughs> this next one says, 
I grew up surrounded by term. Super Champs. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah. Uh, in Runeterra, each nation has their own money, like countries IRL, but they seem to follow gold greater than silver, greater than coppers. Oh, they actually do have their own... I so... didn't know they'd actually done that. I guess then at that point, the idea is that the currency in the League of Legends is like a universal one that it only applies to League of Legends then, or something like that? that um, they're like Republic credits? Well, what I'm trying to imply is maybe that's how they square away that we wouldn't be seeing that money in this show and they've created a different look to it or something, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm surprised they tackled that because uh, issues of coinage in, again, pre-modern societies is... Uh, Kind of a bitch to tackle. I wrote an essay on it recently for uni stuff. And, oh, uh, look at me. I'm like... in uni, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> look at me. I'm young and uni I have dreams. A... <laughs> uni stuff, yay. <laughs> uh, what, what, what conclusion did you reach? That it was pretty... pretty. Uh, odd? Coins were shit in the medieval era, generally. Um wow. Silver content declined constantly. There was never enough to go around. Uh, the different denominations and uh, fractured systems as regional locations, you know, had their own currencies working, mm. made things even worse. And uh, then it all just went to shit when we basically just ran out of silver and nobody could mint coins anymore. When did we figure it out? Or did we never figure it out? <laughs> it's always uh, been shit. <laughs> we figured it out when standardization became a lot easier and the process got more automated and also when we got shitloads of gold and silver from the new world hey thanks new world america to the rescue again oh my goodness <laughs> when will it end it. uh speak of alcohol and he shall appear that was pretty funny rags drinker came in <laughs> Literally on the scene with I was I was here for that actually. Drinks. I was actually here for that. That was funny. Well, hey, that's uh, that means you were here for that's a lot, right? That was like three hours. <laughs> so, oh, I was wait. yeah, I was here for a while. I can't like my mind is like melted where I don't even know what happened. I just remember talking about Arcane, which was fun. Uh, it was fun. I like that show. We should do an EFAP on it. I reckon we should too. Yeah, uh, might be a good idea. Hey, Maybe guys. more. Glad you're all covering Arcane. I really felt for Powder in Episode 3. Well, I think this... I was about to say it pretty much hit everybody, but I was like, no, there were some people in chat who were upset at that scene being ruined by plot armor or whatever, but it's just like, yeah, it hits It hits hard for a lot of people. It's the scene, I think, that... If I didn't die too, I'm mad. It, it um... It jump-started the word of mouth, I think, that scene. Because if you guys remember, Arcane... Maybe it was really smart for them to release it in threes. I wonder if there's some kind of definitive best way to do it, but they were, like, blasts of recommendations for Arcane. Instead of it mm. being, like... If it all came out at once, probably would have gone for a while, but then petered out. Because one episode at a time, the recommendations would have probably come in at episode three, rather than one and two. I don't know. I was just thinking about how, because they came out in threes, right? Which is a very strange way if to do a show. Is, well, think of it this way: if three is your big stinger, and you kind of know that it's the you know it's the big mm -hmm. early episode, releasing them in threes is really maybe only in service just to get that first third out. Like I, it doesn't I, really I, matter if the other ones are released in threes, but getting that initial third one released—that's the big one. 
to I think get so. the attention started. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense to have released these three as, as a one thing. Yes. Decent choice. Um, Banda's teaching methods come across as teaching what he wishes he knew at Vi's age. 100%. Mm -hmm. I think it's not a spoiler to say from what we've seen, um, Vanda sees himself in Vi, and Silco sees himself in Powder. It's a um, pretty neat job they did. Yo, yo, EFAP crew, please do not do a Kong Fap. It sounds like a terrible idea, and it would be your worst episode yet. Oh. I feel like it could <laughs> no, be cool. No, I think it would be a fine episode. I also I like believe it would be a psychology. neat episode, but I mean, if someone said it might not be. Then I guess that's the end of the discussion. <laughs> well, what they don't realize is if one super chat had come in saying an arcane EFAP sounds pretty cringe, we wouldn't have done it. We can't risk that. <laughs> Not if it might be cringe. Yeah, Look, that's, that's the thing. way to go through life. Just bow to... It's not even really peer pressure. One person <laughs> says, hey, that's dumb. Just give up. Give up on everything. Your hopes and dreams. That's dumb. Quit. Everyone Stop needs it. someone in their life to say, that's dumb. Give up whenever they have an idea. <laughs> this sounds like a super villain origin story. The, the that's dumb. Give up, man. What happened to him? What dream got crushed of his? Oh. He's like, I am now the crusher of dreams. The is, um, Souls boss, give up the crusher of dreams. Is that dumb give up man a superhero? <laughs> um, in a certain sense, like Captain he protects, he protects but... people from ever failing. In, in by by preventing them try, from trying. You never fail. You never... <laughs> I think that was um, that was the frowning friends. That was a joke that they had. Yeah, if you I try think so. to do something, you might fail, so don't. <laughs> like... Yeah, they told 3D Squelton that, right? Uh, oh, but I can't remember what they told the get out of my head man thing, but I definitely remember his reaction. I don't know what to think no more, man! I don't know what to think more no more! Get out of much, my head! I love how much people yeah. love that character. It's so great. Like, <laughs> uh, well, I think the reason that secured the love for him was when it, it was Lyle, uh, it was Lyle McDouchebag voicing that Fox guy, and he's just like, I don't know what to, get out of my head! Get out of my head! <laughs> he just turns into him. Get out of my head, man! You're in my head, man! And then Charlie tries to take the gun, he can't yeah. get it, runs away. <laughs> DJ Spit, that's right. <laughs> if any of you didn't hear us the last few times we've done it, go watch Smiling Friends, we recommend. Go watch yeah, yeah that's really good. Smiling Friends. The Renaissance Man, it's worth it just for the Renaissance Man. Just for the Renaissance Man. man. Um, <laughs> hi all. Episode 169 was Great Rat and would love more. What did we do on 169? Was it the storytelling one? Uh, I, think so. I think it was, because, wait, was that three weeks ago? Great. 169, and then we did Boba Fett. What did we do last week? Oh, suicide. Yeah, yeah, it was 169. Yeah. All right, yeah, okay. Um, They go on to say, Trungos and Chickpea Crumbo, I mean, Grumbo, I think. Uh, nearly killed me in 170. I'd love to stick around for Arcane, but not finished it yet. Have a great time. Also, high wags. Hello. The chickpea Grumbo was perfect on top of it being called Trungos. I'm very glad that was there. But yes, hope you have fun with the show. We had a super chat come in mm -hmm. semi-recently mm -hmm. saying that they actually stepped out to watch the whole show and they're back now. What did you think? <laughs> 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 Um, I grew up surrounded by super chats. Another one. Oh, six. six or seven. Uh, Look, I'm not yeah. upset about that. Okay. I I don't think any of us are. It's fine. 
Uh, yeah. Three hours and almost done with episode one. I love EFAP. Yeah. <laughs> We got we got three of them done. That's a record, sure of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know what? It's it's interesting to think about because we've we've gone further with this than we did with Squid Game, Falcon the Winter Soldier. You know, like it, and you'd be like, oh, well, why? And it's like, I guess what else can I say that there was that much shit we wanted to talk about that's in this show? Um, it's it's got to be a sense of something of a praise for the show that three episodes can take us for a full big episode mm -hmm. and it's worth noting that it was a restrained conversation as well because we were re refraining from linking forward too much which yes, yes that'll explode the longer we go in a good way uh check out Locke and all is lost they're single actor movies the main character of Locke is quite an interesting character interesting cool character Yeah, I, you know, if that sounds interesting, check it out. Uh, um, Shimmer in this show is very relevant to our world's opioid-slash-drug crisis. It's shown to have very useful medical properties, um, but it causes addiction and violence in a community. Yes, uh, we can Damn. talk more about that as well, especially when we hit episode six. Yeah, I think it's a lot of that. About damn time. I knew you Dumbos would love this show, and I knew you couldn't resist a full breakdown, although I didn't expect a two-parter. But since it was mentioned, I predict a second part is imminent. A shame I don't appear as a prophet on this Super Chat catch-up stream, though. <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, play Bad DDLC. Um, it could very well be three parts. It'll really depend, because uh, there'll be a lot to say. It'll just depend. IJ. Go ahead. I imagine with all of the groundwork laid, we may be going quicker, but who knows? Maybe. Who knows, really? Could also mean we're going slower. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because we're linking back. Yeah, we'll we'll do a lot of linking back. Uh, hi, Jay. I've rewatched your video about six times on the weird guy who doesn't pee in a bottle. Twas good. Hi, Rags. Hello! Hi, Mola. Thanks for being alive. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, Hi. good job on that. Yeah, um, yeah. The the Jay's video, uh, for those who don't know, released an hour long sort of breakdown on React content, and um, well, Jay's Jay's perspective on it being done right, being done wrong. I saw that video. It was a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Jace must have made the sandwiches first, then went to the Undercity, then picked up Caitlin, then planned to eat the two sandwiches together. I'm assuming the sandwiches are for him and Caitlin. I don't know. There are two he of them. Just, yeah, he left the sense. sandwiches in the room because, you know, what if yeah. I come back into the room and I'm hungry? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> were they even on a plate or were they just there? The they, were they were just, just sitting there. on some maps. <laughs> I don't know what happened. He, he... Well, you what see, he hungry? eats his sandwiches in the scientific method. He uh... eats them in theory. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up surrounded by nuggets. Hassan. <laughs> See that being the thing that he's... Mola, Fringy, Jay, Theo, and Drinker are all on together and are from the city of England. England is their city. This is awesome. Komodo hype. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna agree, of course. I love the city of England. Of course. Uh, 
The Xander dude who debated rags on the Ion Fury all those years back was in Jay's last vid, and Duma beefed with him on Twitter. Small world, and high rags. Hi. We talked to Xander Hall once. Yeah, I think, I he was, think so. He was called Pig Puncher ago. at the time. Um, what? Pig Puncher? Pig, pig Puncher. He certainly hasn't impressed me. Well, Pig uh, Puncher. Was that his username? It was, yeah. Um, what? Now, why? Why? I, I don't know. I'm sure it's harmless. I don't think is he it, wants to actually punch little cute little pigs doing their thing. Is it a meme of like punch? I, I actually don't know why anybody would ever leave the pig alone. <laughs> don't punch pigs. What's wrong with you? That, what, what is wrong with you? You punch pigs. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, Freddy's about to start a war. Unless, <laughs> unless one is charging at you to eat you, but otherwise. Well, maybe. maybe yeah, yeah. Maybe you deserve it. Like, typically, don't boars do that. Boars ain't pigs at all. I guess boars are pigs. necessary that, to prevent I'll... pig punching. I don't know. I just, I just think it's that's not a. He's nice not a bright thing. lad. Well, I was going to say the spheres are uh, kind of interesting, actually. There's, there's just spread over all over the place. All these different people who know all these different people. Because I'm sure someone has said to Jay, like, you understand that ER has been on EFAP, right? And he literally killed the whole world. So, isn't that something that you should consider? You know, just like there's all these different strange connections with different people all over the place. Uh, entangled, you know, yeah. this bizarre entangled. I remember when ER did that. Well, and the thing is, like, everyone meets each other in different ways, so, you know, it can easily be an antagonistic approach or just a friendly one. You never know what's going to happen. So it could be that your, your nemesis, best friends with your, your closest friendo, and then a big drama war happens. That sounds like a Shadow the Hedgehog origin story. <laughs> probably is. No, not here. What else that does he say? Be... They're like... Isn't it like a name he of a... He said Mar Maria. That's, Maria. Uh, yeah, like I think... I don't know, man. Yeah, like, there's... The, I just remember all the memes. And into he's like, Oh, you're Shadow and, and you're a hedgehog. They must be mistaking me for you going around being a criminal. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds so awesome. <laughs> it's great. They have a conflict and they and then sounds nice and subtle station and then he falls down to earth while <laughs> 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 talking about oh the i could picture is like spaceship being called the crystal of death or something like that and he like <laughs> crafted from the bones of dinosaurs or something you're just like what but you know i'm sure that's not it. it's, fine. it's important to the character i'm sure yeah um the first problem I found was the team getting down from Jace's blown-up apartment. How did they get onto the street without being caught, and why? Well, so, the fact that they showed us them climbing up buildings to begin the adventure sort of thing, I, I assume, assume... they can climb down. Yeah, they'll find ways to get down, and they probably didn't come down from that building. I imagine they crossed over to different ones first. Um, but then they said, and why? So are you asking why they would have come down instead of staying up? I assume because they want to try and get back to the Undercity. I assume that they know hardcore parkour. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend wouldn't watch the show with me because of the character's eyebrows. What? Eyebrows? I don't know. Pretty solid reason to not watch a TV show. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has an explanation for that. Uh, or can think of one. Eyebrows? Like... Eyebrows? 
Just the person doesn't like eyebrows at all. But <laughs> is that what is that all we've got? I, I guess it is. Yeah. Are they are they anti eyebrows in general, or just these particular is. eyebrows are unacceptable? Is it like they Maybe were moving too much? Eyebrows. A couple people saying, is it Milo's? Like Milo has big eyebrows, but I don't know. Milo is just a goofy looking person. He is a bit. Well, I actually He's just think a strange guy. There's a reason they made him a little goofy looking. I think that would become more clear as the episodes go on. But that's for later. I suppose. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's... I don't know he's why... He's a rat-human mm. hybrid. He's Twitch. Uh, why do people keep calling Fringy a bird? He's clearly a mosquito. I... That's way more defamatory. I'll take Fringy's bird, racist. Mosquito. You heard it here. There's probably at least one friendly accurate. mosquito out there, right, Fringy? I'm sure that there are plenty of friendly mosquitoes. Disney I needs to make that there. movie. The friendly mosquito. Manny Mosquito. I'm, I'm Mr. Mosquito. This is my show. I eat the blood. I suck the blood. <laughs> <laughs> but only, like, bad blood. It gets it right out and saves you. Yeah, that's right. He sucks out your AIDS? Exactly. <laughs> I ate the blood. I saved your life. I love you. <laughs> and then when he when the, the guy's like, you're fired, he just sucks him totally dry. Just like, and then turns into a oh, skeleton. God. In a second, all the skin turns to dust. Also, bonjour to rags. Oh, bonjour. And leather commander and mind. critical eater. Neither of them are here now because we are at nearly 10 hours, so. Yeah. Leather commander. At rags. Do you think that... Hey. Uh, um, who is that? Is that a spoiler? Let's see. Hmm. Okay. We, I think we're all right. Just don't, you know, the answer doesn't need to regard anything but the first three episodes. Rags, do you think Powder being a marksman is contradictory to the gang seeing her as useless to the team? She seems pretty useful to me. Uh, I don't think that if you were a group like that, I'm not sure that you would want to be going out with guns to shoot people. That seems like it would cause far more problems than it would... Um, it would create. Uh, is it strange that someone that young with a gun that doesn't appear to have sights just has insanely good accuracy? Certainly unlikely, but hmm. No, uh, we, 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 we brought that up too, that uh, especially having a sh nail every single shot uh, when we yeah. first see a shoot. How amazing. It's the, it's the kind of thing I wouldn't yeah. expect Arcane to do. They usually... Like like with Vi, they usually show like look at her talent and skill doesn't mean she's invincible. And in the the equivalent with accuracy, I would feel is like boom 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 boom. boom. Oh, you hit eighty percent. Unless nice. Unless it's a minigun, and then she ain't hitting shit. Um, I think that she she tends not to miss with like the pistol, but she still misses with that later on as well. Um, honestly, I think the worst instance of it is literally when she was a kid. Um. Which I just see as the anomaly, and I don't know why they did it that way, other than to sort of just be like, "Look, she's pretty good with that." Uh, but I agree. I don't. I don't know how much that would come in handy in their usual antics. The fact that she's a good gunslinger. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be many guns. Uh, you don't see many guns in the. Um, I almost said the underworld. The down in the lanes as much. So. Hmm. Yeah. Um. It's fine. 
We gotta, we gotta fuck, marry, kill, but it's regarding post-episode three things, and so we'd have to talk about characters, and so we're just gonna have to give that one for now, I'm afraid, but you'll... Oh my goodness. Perhaps get an answer as we go on. Uh, looks at Mengele plus unit 731, unbound science equals scary. Like Dr. Mengele? Oh, is, that a, is that an SCP Mengele. or something, or...? No, that's a Nazi scientist. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Unit Seven Three One. I don't know what that reference. Oh no, that's that's some lovely Unit Seven Two One. Ah, yeah, that's uh, they did some crazy uh, bad things. Little bit fucked up. Metal. Did you know that Shit. birthday is your city? Pretty strange sequence of super chats. The person who keeps saying they're talking about cities, but okay. I hope you had a wonderful 40th birthday, Mel. I'm sure he did. He seems Drinker. to have enjoyed it. Drinker, did you know that Scotland is your city? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> What's the game here? Uh, I don't know. Uh, haven't played LOL, but I thought Victor would be a stereotypical bad guy because of his Russian accent. Laugh my ass off, I get it. Glad I was wrong. He's much more cartoonish in the game, but, uh... You won't be if they provide all of this fucking flesh that I like using he as a word in regards to law. him. He, he used to be in the law. Uh, his dynamic with Jace used to be a lot more black and white, and they knew that that was an issue, so they uh, tried to gray it out a bit. Mm. Uh, and that's that's where a lot of what, you know, what my understanding of Victor as a character is informed by, where, like, He's not some evil mastermind and take over the world or anything. He's just he just wants to do his job. He just wants to do his job, and he has some strange opinions, perhaps, on that. Mm -hmm. well, I think he like yeah he he wants to do more than his job, but I think like he really does want to be more than just an assistant to Heimerdinger. Yeah, yeah. He he has dreams, and yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. It all comes up. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think Mola knows the England is my city meme. So the thing is. Whether or not I know that meme doesn't actually really make much of a difference when all you say over and over again is Iglid is your city. He's just like, <laughs> okay. It would be like posting England. peanut butter jelly time over and over again. I'm like, okie dokie then. Yo. It is peanut butter jelly, jelly time. I guess. Uh, does anyone else Who wins? Think... Peanut butter jelly time or Dr. Tran? Dr. Tran? Uh, you haven't you have over three thousand of Doctor Trans. That's all right. It's not. No, it's all right. It's fine. Does anyone else think uh, Ag Dashlu's voice is sexy? That would be Grayson's voice. Who? Grayson. Grayson. Um, sexy. I don't think sexy. By the way, Grayson's one of my favorite characters in the show. Um, I. It's a very recognizable voice. I wouldn't call it sexy. But I, I, I wouldn't agree. call it unsexy necessarily. Well, I would go as far as saying I love the voice. Not really what I, I call love sexy. the voice. It, there, there's yeah, a pleasantry I, to it. Yeah, like a grandma. Like it's a, it's very matronly, which I like yeah. quite a bit. I could see it in a sexual context working, but not generally. No. In episode three, when Powder says, my sister left me, then Silco looks at Vanda's body but doesn't say anything. That said so much to me. He was, slash is, so well-realized and characterized, it's unreal. 
and it's mm -hmm. the kind of shit we advocate yeah, we were for on that. constantly. Just take the chance sometimes to understand that your audience will figure it out. Yeah, they'll get they'll catch on to more than you think, probably. And if they don't, they'll they will eventually because someone else will, and they'll tell them. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds bizarre. It's actually something that Blinkett has brought up before. Sometimes you'll pick this shit up and enjoy it, and not even like consciously have put it together mechanically. It's a very strange you may not experience. Have noticed, but your brain did. But your brain did. Honestly, it kind of fascinates fascinates me because I've been noticing it more and more with stuff that I enjoy. I'm like, man, I really like this scene. Why? And then I think about it for a while, and I'm like, oh, is it that? Is it that? Is it that? And then my brain is like, that was what it was. Yeah, you figured it out. I was like, oh, brain. did it? Yay! You uh, solved yourself out you figured yourself out good job really, yeah the same thing happens with like shit stuff as well right where like a scene happens and you're like wow i hated that i'm not even sure why yet and then you your brain is like let's have a sit down <laughs> hey brain why don't you have a seat right there oh god uh fringy is totally into googles sometimes literally <laughs> well he's not denying it so the only way we can discover so to this guy he's on a list Several. I just watched 171, and for your information, in August, James Gunn confirmed on Twitter that Waller saw Flag as a sacrificial lamb. I hate it. Thoughts? I rags. What? So, um, that's fine that you want to get it to that point, but I feel like you have to earn that, surely. You have to give us something. Because, mm. you know, that, that means that the interpretation would be that she really did know that that team was being sacrificed. Uh, which is which something like pointless. Yeah, this is the thing. We we could talk for a while about how that's kind of just shit. Why wouldn't you just send like three of them then and send the rest with the actual team? What's the point in wasting so yeah. many people? Uh, secondly, I mean, it kind of betrays how she acts in the scene. I think so. I'd have to rewatch it to be sure about that. Um, because I th always thought that it could go either way depending on what. I always, well, I'd have to see it again too, but I am pretty darn sure that when she gets the news that the first team is being ambushed, she is not pleased with that. She's well, yeah, kind of, like, she's like surprised. Like she seems to be pretty fucking upset that uh, Weasel's drowning as well. It's like, why would she give a shit then? Because um, I just assume that fucks the mission up to some degree. But whatever. What I wanted to say was just that uh, I think that I don't like Suicide Squad, alright? But I think Rick Flagg <laughs> deserves something for why she would kill him. Like, you can't just yeah. go, nah, she'll kill him. It's like, well, okay. but why? Like, it, it seems really unnecessary when he does everything she says. And he's, like, the only one there that can be trusted more so because the rest of them would kill her if they had the chance. I don't know. Wait, what's that? You just, what are we talking about? Suicide Squad? Yeah, uh, so apparently James Gunn confirmed that she did, was indeed sacrificing uh, Rick Flagg. No beginning. way. Alright, death of the author. Well, I, I, I was talking yeah, more so I... that if he's correct, I, I, well, see, this is the thing. I see it as a flaw at that point, if he's correct. Um, yeah. Because I don't think that you've you've explained that at all to us. You can't just have a character betray someone else and just be like, oh, they they betrayed the... Like, well, okay. it's, it's, yeah, it's this simple. That's what they right? The utility of betraying them needs to exceed the utility of not. I'm not even talking about that. I need to know why. <laughs> why the hell would she yeah. do that? It doesn't make any sense that she would do that. I don't think you... Because if you had, like, any kind of scene to give it to us that he's been 
sort of more and more like sappy lately and he hasn't been mm-hmm. taking the orders and he's been kind of compromising missions and he's even threatened something about you know the way Walla conducts missions and you could even have that like through he's like Walla we're made and then she's like you know she says something that you could interpret as either threatening or engaging and you could have him like realize what she's done to him sort of thing you'd be like oh that that that, that can work and and you can maybe have him talk to Harley about it because fuck me she should have been with the characters, talking to them about things. Those two have been in the Suicide Squad since it was in- created. Just kind of reminding me of how... There are things I don't like in that movie. How does this play in with Waller's willingness to kill all of her own people in the first movie? Oh, yeah, oh right. fuck yeah, that I was definitely so have, stupid. Because that's the thing, that comes to mind because it's so stupid and it just makes like no sense whatsoever and it's just the the dumbest fucking thing just to show that wow she is bad that i i don't even know how to factor something like that into a discussion like this like how do you take that and just do anything with it that's that's nuts um if you have an eye infection that's oh wait we read that one out at the time um it's a eye? syringe he's letting toxin out of his eye no Nope. All right, I'm trying to figure out the sentence first. Hang on. It's a syringe he's letting toxin out of his eyes he's had since episode one before Shimmer was a thing. Hmm. I always assumed it was injecting something, not relieving it. It is injecting. I don't know that. I don't know that we've seen it before Shimmer was a thing. I think we had a proto Shimmer of some kind that he could have been using. He had the device, so I assume there was some process he was using. That like absolutely using other is. medicines before Shimmer. Like the only question I have left to make sure this does line up is when she injects him two times. It goes floopy. It goes a little floopy when she injects him. Yeah, every time. Yeah, it, okay. it doesn't well, just prick. There's a bit of a floop and a purple flash. Yeah, because I haven't seen that scene long enough, like a whole day, so that I can't quite remember anymore. Um, Bringy, did you know that Simpsons is your city? I mean, <laughs> I don't is know that what with that a P? looks like, but the P is silent. So oh, okay. Silent, like when you write it as well. Silent letter in written. Oh, okay. The well, Simpsons. everything's silent when you write it, right? Um, no, I mean a silent letter when you yeah, write it means you don't write it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Like, we're we're just having a we're just having we're some having fun. A little, we're we having have a gas. Fun have a little, we're, we're having a little fun with our literature uh, and uh, our writing. What was uh, the what was the quote? We're jesting yeah. until we laugh. Something. Yes. That was terrible. I'm laughing on the inside constantly. Yeah. On the outside. A bit mm, of laughter. A little bit, a little giggle. Wee bit of a giggle. Wee bit. Uh. Senior I... giggler. I grew up surrounded by four balls on the edge of a cliff. Oh no. I remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. How could I forget? I mean, dude, there's lots of ways to I forget. had to hear it that many times to try and decipher what it meant, and I still don't even know. Mm. Also, uh, when Jinx stabs his face, blood comes out. I mean, that can happen with either... Who stabs his face, yeah. Like if you face if you're injecting something versus bleeding something, blood can come out in both of those. So it's, that's not really difficult. Yeah, if you have a syringe, 
and you were to get jabbed by it in your face, you, well, you would bleed. Vaccines, right? I, I mean, they put a little thing on you to, to make sure it doesn't bleed too much when they pull it out. So it makes sense. Uh, if vaccines make you bleed, vaccines make you bleed, but they're for you. I'm just saying the science doesn't line up. I'm very skeptical. Well, I've heard that you're supposed to eat food to survive. Yet, has anybody lived past what? like 150? I don't think so. What if food is just slowly poisoning us, I and it takes like 80 years <laughs> for it to work? Let me tell you, man. I'm thinking. I've been thinking about that. Food. It's just what bad other lies food. have the Jedi told us? <laughs> well, I've been having a look at oxygen too. I don't think that's getting away with it. I'm very curious about that one. Oxygen uh, is definitely a hmm. Um. Okay, so this says it goes to show how awful a father Vanda was to have Powder so overreactive to staying home for a job. Never even talks to the girl. He never even Excuse talks me? to the girl? I don't know that, um, so he talks to the lot of is them a... when, uh, he first is giving, like, a comment, but it's, uh, he considers Vi to be leading them, so we, we see specific advice scenes with him and her, but I don't think we're supposed to assume he never speaks to Powder. I doubt that. Don't know why we would assume that. Uh, I would also assume he does actually talk to Milo and Klager, and it would have been nice to see those scenes, but I'm not, I don't know that, you know, the show owes me those scenes or anything. I can interpret that they're there. I'm not... You know, I have to infer a lot of stuff. Um, her reacting that way to staying home for a job, dude, that is... it's. We went over it. There is so much more happening uh, mentally in that scene than simply, I can't go on a job. Got the first time ever by her, like, most supportive element in her life has confirmed that Milo is correct in that she is not... Uh, Good enough to take on a on a job that's actually like matters significant degree. She's and not ready. Self doubts. They were right. Exactly. Like there's a lot more going on there than simply you can't go out today. And also, he's not gonna be able to talk to her about that part because he's currently kidnapped. Um, <laughs> he is. Was it, that wouldn't stop a good father? Yeah. <laughs> was a big fan of the last Rongo slash Wumbo stream. It was uh, it's a bit childish, but I enjoy silly bullshit talk. Please cover Cinema Sins again. There's nothing soon. childish about Trungos. You take that back. I'm more than happy to say that Trungos is a child at heart because they know how to have fun and enjoy things, but ultimately they still operate in a society very. Effective. That doesn't mean they're childish, but a child at heart. I can see that I, there is a little child in all of us. I think a bit childish. Yeah, that's no unacceptable. Find that you're being a bit childish, right? I'm not. Um, you're being a bit childish. And I'm more than happy to be so. Fun to have a little bit of uh, childish nature. Mystical. Fantastical. Makes life mystical I think more was... enjoyable. I need to find that C.S. Lewis quote where he said something. Um... Something uh... about the worry of being childish makes you childish and whatnot. Um... I think I know the one you're talking about. Let me see. Critics or something, something to, to desire being grown up for the for the sake of being grown up, something along those lines. He said critics who treat adults as a term of approval instead of as a merely descriptive term cannot be adult themselves to be concerned about being grown up, to admire the grown up because it is grown up, to blush at the suspicion of being childish. These are the things 
that are the marks of childhood and adolescence. And in childhood and adolescence, they are, in moderation, healthy symptoms. Young things ought to want to grow, but to carry on into middle life or even into early manhood, this concern about being adult is a mark of really arrested development. When I was 10, I read fairy tales in secret and would have been ashamed if I had been found doing so. Now that I am 50, I read them openly. When I became a man, I put away childish things, including the fear of childishness and the desire to be very grown up. I like it. This is a good one. I like that quote. I give it a I thumbs like up. That. I like that. I give it a thumbs up. If you were dead, I would pull him up on the telephone, that modern marvel, and I would say, I agree. Nice one, C. CS. Well, I wonder what do his friends call him. The Sluice. Mr. C. Maybe he didn't have friends because he was always going on <laughs> about wisdom and childishness and growing up. And so everyone's like, "God damn, CS, we just we just want to have lunch at Trungo's. Why can't you just just tell him what you want? Just read the menu. Ah, yes, the menu." And he would go on and on about something. Oh, there he goes again. There he goes again. You know what? Just give him the ham sandwich with chips on the side, and uh, and I'll have an iced tea. Um, Unsweet. They said, please cover Cinema Sins again side. so that we can hear some more of Trungo's. I don't think Cinema Sins is responsible <laughs> for Trungo. Cinema Sins does. Trungo exists outside of Cinema Sins. In spite of Trungo's, doesn't like Cinema Sins. Pretty sure. Um, Godspeed, Averside Squad, and beware the big gay. Um, Echo and the Firelights were the coolest design faction. I'd like to have seen more of their story if the plot had the time to. Also, Skyboards. Pretty cool. Skyboards. Imagine studying League Temper Tantrums so closely in order to animate Powder's Tantrums so beautifully. That's dedication. <laughs> yes, they could have gotten that from any of the players, it's true. <laughs> Uh, hi, EFAP crew. How do you objectively critique movies that rely harshly on symbolism, such as many art films or the work of David Lynch? Um, the, 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 the sh I don't know, the quickest answer I can give for that would just be, uh, when you're facing a scene that can have multiple interpretations, and just talk about each one being the potential. Like, you know, a character walks into a room and then butterflies come out the other end. It's like, okay what happened and you're like what does it mean and i think you can talk about um how this this world has that as a capability and that what it to be drawn from it refers to this that and the other we talk about themes all the time which are oftentimes in a certain sense outside of the Similar content symbolism, itself yeah yeah like we'll we'll talk more about that the further we go on with with arcane but like it's not necessarily a like a, a, a something that's narratively like I put this. It, it's just something that can exist outside of it, but if it would disappear, like none of us knew about it, the story would still function just fine. So you can, you know, we talk about it all the time, regardless the uh, the parts where you do interpretation. I think you can do that while trying to be reasonable, like giving like someone's like when he comes out the other end as butterflies. I'm pretty sure that's capitalism. It'd be like, uh... <laughs> try harder. I, I don't even. I wouldn't even say that. I'd just be like, "What are you even trying to do? <laughs> like, what? What is? What is the goal here?" Um, 
but when you have like references that are much more solid including you can have a reference to the creator's intention i would just go as far as saying okay that's that's a neat confirmation that they tried needs, to do the thing yeah it needs to be in the thing is most important yeah um but we, we can appreciate things and a lot of things don't fall into the like the objective category some things just don't they just don't factor into it mm -hmm. so not every don't feel that everything needs to some things just don't. Some things are just kind of out there, and there's no way to really evaluate it in that in that sense. But they can be talked about, discussed, appreciated. You could still, you know, get your references and get your explanations, but sometimes you just can't do much with it otherwise. But you shouldn't have to because there's a lot of value in it already. Just being able to discuss it and talk about it. Yeah. It's my birthday, but no Trungo's grumbo just work. Oh. Oh, you'll get that grumbo What's a birthday one day. without Trungo's gumbo. I had to think about that before I said it. Um, I think it doesn't make much sense that she puts in three gems when she knows what one did to a whole building. Scene still great. Love her joy. Hi, Ragu. Um, Hi. So I, I suppose the problem would be that uh, this is a a child who's imagined that he needs a, a powerful blast to be able to hit the enemy team. I think you can you can allow for that's a mistake she's made. Um, I think it's all-encompassing in the fact that it's a huge fucking mistake because she didn't think it through. To be fair, I think you could make this argument even if she used one, and I think it would still be the same response, which is just she did not think that through. Yeah, honestly, she's just kind of a kid that's just dumping things into things to try and make some things happen. Like, you saw how she just, ha like, hastily just dropped a bunch of nails into a can and everything like that. She wasn't really thinking, how many nails does it need to only stun this guy? She just, just drops them all in there. All of them. As much as she can, she's spilling some on the floor, but, yeah, she just doesn't really care too much. She just needs it to work, and she'll just drop a bunch in. Just good. Who doesn't um, think about these things too much? Do we know what wall it hits in episode one in, in relation to the building? Uh, I'd have to go back and look. You might be able to tell, but I'm not certain. I know the orientation of her and the platforms and the rooms, but yeah. the outside of the building in terms of like northeast, southwest, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to... Because, like, obviously Vi is still in the building when it explodes, and she does survive uh, easily as well. And they all do, and they're just outside. So I'm curious now, like, if it went off in the room that Powder was in, but I'm trying to, like, it's hard to know, is it on the wall facing the outside, or is it the... Um, it's hard to tell from what we see. And it's also hard to tell how much is explosion and how much is smoke. Mm -hmm. Uh... It, I'm just looking at it now, and it's like it is a bit unclear. Uh, it looks like it would have blown up a room, and then that uh, the the rubble and the destruction from. Yeah, I, th I think it is in it is in the room Powder was in. I think that's what we're supposed to assume. And then like uh, a bunch of the rubble as a result of the explosion comes down on the sidewalk. I think. Breaks the structural integrity of the the place yeah um but you we should also assume that i you know what i'm looking at it i'm pretty sure yeah that it's bouncing it's, 
going to hit the uh, the window side of the room that Powder was in. So that room's wiped out, Jace is knocked out, and by almost like, I think she fell over. So, maybe Powder concluded that that explosion won't be big enough to knock out Silco and his goons, especially the Shimmer one. You'd have to just imagine that's what she, she thought. Um, that's the best I got, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Just, uh, she definitely made a mistake by putting in any explosion. I don't. The first explosion hits the exterior wall where the door that Jace is at is located. I don't think we're supposed to think that it hits next to that door, because the explosion looks like it goes off to the right side of um, of uh, of of Vi. But maybe I'm wrong. It's it's a little bit hard to tell. Um, you just like to see spider. I mean, powder suffer. Oh yeah, she could have become <laughs> Spider Man. I just, I just all children. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they did end up, by the way, with still a great scene. Love her joy. Hi, Ragu. Hello. That was a really good scene. It's what makes it super tragic. Is she thinks she's about to be celebrated for, you know, mattering and doing well. Ain't that. Uh, Fringy, did you know London is your country? That doesn't sound accurate. London the country? I think you gotta get your London is my straight. country. Um. Yeah, well, that's, that's his response. I'm sorry. I don't I can't do anything about Have that. Have a friend in London. London is a friend of mine. He's not. Lie on this stream. I have a lot of food, and I will eat it up. I will chew, and then I'll poo, and then I'll... That's fine. We can stop. Finally, a piece of content. No, not content. Art that actually commits to the drama Ew. and stakes it sets up. No punches pulled. Blessed are we, truly. Oh. High praise. Wow. That is high praise. Um... Just using this as a platform to plug God of War on PC. It's an excellent experience, and you owe it to yourself to play it. Also, hi, Rags, if you're back. He is. Hello, I am back. I am now, absolutely. Uh, speaking from experience when dealing with loss, people don't act in character, especially right after. Your mental foundation is ripped from under you. I don't think you need... You don't even need to cite personal experience when you see someone go through something like that. And the culprit is right in front of them, and you say yes, but the culprit is the one they love. It's like... Uh-huh. That doesn't help that I am extremely pissed about this situation. Well, now that I know that it's the person that I care about, that makes it much better that everyone else is dead. Mm-hmm. Um... Hello, Fringy, my Australian AU. Oh, hey. Uh, so Clagger and Milo got fridged for the sake of the Whammon's development. What a disgusting racism. Zero out of ten. That, that's an interesting one. Not really, because fridging I don't care about, but more so in the meta, again. <laughs> like the people who are really anti-fridging, what do they think about Arcane? Are they actually going to take a hot take that, that I don't think it's good? That's the thing. We, 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 we talked about it sometime on that stream, but I just, like... 
if they actually said, well, yeah, that's that's frigid, that's bad, it's disrespectful to the characters of Milo and Lagger or something, I should be like, mean, like, what does it mean for it to be disrespectful for yeah, because play out as they do? They go out doing the best they can to help people they love. Like I wouldn't yeah. top tier respect. Yep. Hey guys, got a movie suggestion. Belle, a modern retelling of Beauty and the Beast. Gorgeous animation, great score, well told. The themes aren't original by any stretch, but executed in such a way that keeps you invested. All right. Belle, huh? Out of fell into a Sarlacc pit. She's a jinx now. Simple <laughs> as that. Well, it's a pretty interesting comparison, right? Three whole episodes. Well, I, I feel like they put just as much work into Powder turning into Jinx as they did Boba Fett turning into whoever the fuck he is now. <laughs> I was going to say, what were you going to say? Like, Boba Fett vision 2? Turning into... John Fett. Hmm. Uber Fett. Uber Fett, I think a lot of people called it. Yeah, yeah. Booby Fett. Booby Feet. Fart. Uh, one of the problems I have with Arcane is that factions <coughs> like Silco's Goons or Echo's Group should invest in guns, and they don't. Powder's that, Group should invest in guns. I feel like that assumes a lot of things. Well, that assumes their ability to get them, and their. If I was in their group, I would not want guns. If I get caught, I don't want to be caught with a gun. And I don't want to use a gun because I feel like in these situations that would cause way more problems than it would solve. I'm trying to think of... Like, I don't need to be going around killing people. Like, also, beating them up is one thing, but going out and killing people? The thing is... This is going to be talking about things that are much more post-Episode 3. Uh, obviously, someone in Silco's group is using a gun constantly. A big one. Um... So I suppose the question is why wouldn't want more guns around with different people if you're going to allow her with one that's, you know, catastrophic potentially. Mm -hmm. um, as for Echo's group, I don't think they're interested in guns. The fact that, no. I'll say this, Echo's opening gambit, if you will, for the, the fight is to freeze everyone, not kill them. Looks like he's willing to uh, kill people if push to that extent, but I don't think he wants to kill people. Uh, as for Silco's goons, we can talk more about that when we get to those episodes, I suppose. But um, I do agree, though, with Rag's point as well. It's, uh... If you're just a goon, just a good old-fashioned goon, uh, you might get roughed up by enforcers when they come around here and there, but if you're a goon with a gun, you might get in a, quite a bit more trouble. Uh, yeah, it, it... Escalation that you don't necessarily need at all, yeah, I that think it's exists. more likely to, yeah, it, I think it's more likely to hurt you than it is to help you out. Um, but I think it's a fair thing to ask, and we can talk more when we get more references. Yeah. Uh, when will you guys be covering the Legend of Vox Machina? I feel as though if the, sh I feel as if the show is the opposite of this show, but everyone is giving it blind praise. I've not even heard of it. Me this is that show being made based on a D&D campaign or something, right? I don't know anything. I don't I really, really have know no idea. about it. I just know that's what I've heard. Like a like like a book you'd buy for D&D, one of the, um like the the mini campaigns you get 
the I don't know what they're called um cuz for whether it's Pathfinder or D&D you could buy like mini adventures that come with all the characters and all the like settings and stuff so that you could sit down and play them and it's all pre-made. Is it like mm-hmm. one of those? I I think it's supposed to be a homebrewed campaign. I don't know. I'm probably shouldn't say anymore because i don't actually know neither do i are y'all gonna talk about cad bane doing the bully Maguire dance in book of boba fett he puts some dirt in Cobb's <laughs> eye really stings doesn't it little sheriff junior <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty funny if he was doing the uh the bully Maguire dance <laughs> we'll get our coverage of cad bane soon enough yeah well, tomorrow might be uh that might be optimistic. <laughs> Stay. Try. Yeah, um, we'll see. Well, after this stream ends, whenever that is, I'll get to work on it. Yeah. The long boy. Yeah. You should check out the just stop vid on Rick and Morty and its inconsistencies. I'd love to see him on here someday. If that that I've might seen be a that video, video passed through me recommended a lot. I might be halfway through it. I'm not sure if it's made by Just Stop, but I was interested about it. His thesis uh, Fringy, is that the show falls apart from the season 3 premiere. No, 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 no. He has some arguments that I found interesting. I really... Well, that, I, I'll certainly be up for listening, but, uh, that is certainly not a perspective I hold right now. Um, what I would argue, at the very least, is, because he basically, his whole point is that the show's become more inconsistent as it goes along. Um, whether or not that is true and that it begins at the season 3 premiere, I would still argue the quality of the jokes doesn't deteriorate until later. Um, but I still think it's very important that they watched? remain in character. Well, uh, I, I think it was pretty jarring, right? Like, some of the episodes I showed you versus some of the newer ones. Like, good amazing, God. yeah. It's like, everything the new, fell yeah, apart. But yeah, but they were shit. It's like new people decided to write it. Um, I, I don't. Just, I didn't. I don't even think I cracked a smile once. Mm-hmm. I just noticed because I clicked over to Discord. You've got your animated doggo back up. Yes, yeah, he does. Profile seems yeah, thematic. Mega thematic. I've had him up, but uh, of course I had to head out for a while, so didn't do a lot of talking if I wasn't here. Right. You Brew. did a lot of staring into my soul, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, that's in character. Yeah. Uh, something about Rick and Morty. Yes. Uh, the um, like I said, the, the I found the arguments interesting, and he he does say as well that he believes that they made the decisions they made to keep the show going, um, instead of reaching some kind of more logical endpoint. So what I would say to him is just like, oh yeah, that that's probably that. If I agreed that they were inconsistencies, that at least there's a motivation that's, like, better than not a motivation of all just incompetence in terms of, like, um, can't write jokes because you're not fucking funny. You know? <laughs> Which seems to be the <laughs> epidemic that show is experiencing. Um, but yeah, uh, if that's the video, then I, I recommend people check it out. It's an interesting perspective on Rick and Morty. And he seems to be, like, really into the show. Um, because I was cool. definitely against the ideas at first, and then I was like, oh, I can, okay, I'm, I'm seeing something here, alright. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished it yet, though. I'm curious what he has to say about the later season. Interesting. He really hates Pickle Rick. Okay. <laughs> and uh, his argument is about the therapist specifically. He thinks that, like, everything you could draw out of the show yourself is put 
like front and center and written directly I to you. I am inclined to agree with that. I remember enjoying what she said, but now looking back, I'm like, maybe that is true. That that's like just the writers being like, this is the character, by the way. Well, it just feels like an acknowledgement. It's kind of. I remember it was like a meme that they had that only a show this smart could be this stupid, and it's like that's kind of a fun way to describe Rick and Morty. Mm. Is it's kind of clever and it's also kind of stupid at the same time, but it almost feels like that was the point when they started to realize that that was the interpretation people had of the show and maybe it influenced the way that they approached the writing. This has but like, it could never just be a dumb little premise. You know, there always had to be some broader point. Yeah. Uh, this says for realism, they locked Powder's VA in the booth. Now, I don't know if that's a joke or not, because it's not that crazy. <laughs> I'm just like, are you? What are you saying? <laughs> like, is, is, is that a joke or is that like they they did it to try uh, and do something? I don't know. The ends justify the means. I don't know how that would factor in necessarily. Uh, I I started rewatching an episode for the soundtrack. Got so absorbed in it that I forgot I had other arrangements and kept watching the remaining episode. We'll never get a rat like this anytime soon. Well, appreciate them as they come, right? That's what we're here for. Yep. Be happy you got them at all. Wow, do you guys hate anything? <laughs> 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 it's just funny, because if you're following Eva right now, you'll get back-to-back -back coverage of Arcane and Book of Boba Fett for a little bit. That's just the most... Ugh. Just... They're just... They're different. They're built different, you know? Tale of opposites. A little bit. Big ups, Liquid Richard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was all right. Definitely worth my Saturday. I enjoyed the characters more toward the end, but still didn't feel enough. Uh, I guess fine. We just won't develop it. They say that they felt Vi wasn't developed enough. Really? Oh, mm. sorry. This is a quote, and they said this is from a future ex-friend about Arcane. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> 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 Uh, also, hi, Rags. Hello. Does the new control mode in Apex excite you, Rags? Control mode? I don't know anything about it, honestly. Oh, wait, is that the three teams versus three teams one? I think I think it is. I'm 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 not sure. I, I just I haven't given it much thought at all. I don't know. I, I don't really care. Um, maybe it'll be neat. Maybe it won't. I, I, just, I just don't know. I just don't know. I haven't thought about it. You know what, Rags? It's fair. That is your perspective. Yeah. Hey, it's alright. Speaking of musicals, have y'all seen 1776? Nope. No, yeah. I haven't. No. What's that about? I can guess, but... <laughs> I can guess as well. Um, no, I haven't seen it. No. Can't say I have. Raid... Of us have seen it. I apologize. Um, in political news, okay, there's no commas here, so I don't know how I'm supposed to read this. In political news, rags or in political news, rags has not responded. M P B U H. What the fuck does that stand for? Anyone? M P B U H. All in caps, so I assume it stands for something. Is it an organization? M P B. 
M P B U H. Um, standard reflexive response whenever the names of Allah or Muhammad are uttered. Family, family chart of the Holy Prophet. Isn't it uh, peace be upon him? Isn't that what the acronym means? May uh, peace oh. be upon. Oh yeah, that would line up. Oh yeah, everyone yeah. Is saying it in chat as well. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. So in political news, Rags, may peace be upon him, has not responded to the greetings from the real BBC on real BBC, leaving many highs unragged. Do not trust GoFundMe. <laughs> okay. Oh well, no, you shouldn't trust GoFundMe. But also, what, what's um, the, what's, what's I, I was well. They, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Wait, did you want to know? I assume you want to know the context of GoFundMe, so I was going to explain yeah, that to Real BBC, that? so go ahead. <laughs> like, never mind. I, I, I'm not even sure I know the GoFundMe one. Is it, oh, is it the, the truckers okay. thing in Canada? The truckers yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was, a, there was a fund for the Canadian truckers and everything, and then GoFundMe just decided, eh, I don't like them, so we're going to take your money and we're going to donate it elsewhere, wherever we choose. And I think I like they later on they... They 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 said they were going to do that after people were all like, okay, what the fuck, dude? Well, yeah, because that's and then they said, okay, now we're giving it back. And yeah, I think, it, uh, but it's... I feel like they, if nobody raised a stink, I think they probably would just straight up donate. Oh, absolutely, they, they wanted. Yeah, and that's... it was like nine million that they took. It was a huge amount of money that they were just yeah. going to pass out to charities yeah, that, that were super approved. Up. Yeah, yeah, they, they um, based collaborating it, it, with it, it, local authorities to. Oh yeah, we're just gonna take fun, uh, just unfund the whole thing. That is, um, yeah. I yeah, I would never touch GoFundMe ever again after shit like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. never touch GoFundMe again. That is some like spooky shit that they'll yeah fuck that. Fuck play GoFundMe. favorites like that. It's like nah, fuck you. Um, as for the uh the thing about real BBC, it's just funny. There's a lot of real BBC super chats that literally will just about a comic or whatever subjects come up but it'll just end in high rags <laughs> i'm more than happy to be on the real bbc to answer all of the hellos and greetings and salutations you'll but have to do it like a machine gun from here yeah um i i'll for for all of those that i missed hello i i but i i, I wasn't there so mm -hmm. you know that's that's what happens unfortunately sorry, sorry, sorry. i wish i could have been there to say hello to all the people but that's all right that is a-okay. Thoughts on the metaverse, Paul? <laughs> Their stock fell. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to say about it, really. What about you guys? I don't know anything <laughs> about the metaverse uh, myself. Their stock fell by like 20% in one day. Yep. Because uh, Facebook is now losing users for the first time ever. I heard that, yeah. Nice. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I would say the same for Twitter and whatever else. I just, yeah, it's all... No, yeah. Um, tell me how Fortnite isn't the metaverse. You can't. I don't know. I really know what the metaverse is. As far as, like, uh, it's everything. They, uh, they are, like, major pop culture pandering. Like, big-time pop culture pandering. You can play as, uh, you can play as Rick and Morty, and you can get Swifty, and... Oh, man. Cool. I will say, so can, though, uh, I've seen videos dab. of Spider-Man uh, Spider in Fortnite, and it looks pretty cool. Like, they've got better web swinging in Fortnite for Spider-Man than they did for Spider-Man in the Avengers game. <laughs> it's like, true. It's, it's better. <laughs> it just is. 
Yeah, my favorite thing in video games ever is to do Spider-Man swinging and using grappling hooks. So when that was announced, I'm like, oh, okay, god yeah. fucking damn. So you right, bought I need Fortnite. To try it. It's no, no, you don't buy Fortnite. It's free to play. Shows how much I know about. <laughs> I mean, besides, I had a I had a Fortnite account that was extremely old, and so I jumped back in. Like, yep, swinging on webs is a lot of fun. Damn it. Uh, wow, I started watching the whole series 30 minutes into this EFAB and I just finished it and you guys are still talking about it. Don't you have lives, JK? <laughs> Apparently not. Um, no. Yeah, no. what did you, did you like it? I find it super interesting, the idea that you start watching the stream and you're like, I want to do this now. Come back and you're like... <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. What a legendary experience you must have had. Possibly. I did see someone say they watched it and didn't think it was very good as a result of it. Wow. Wait, what? It was you know, arcane. Yeah, it's. I want to know. Really, I would. I would legitimately be curious to hear someone who didn't like it, because it's fine to not like things. There are things about arcane I don't like, and that that's okay. But it's um, so solid to the point where you're all like, yeah, I really do want to hear the opposite end of things. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious which parts you don't like, to the point that you didn't like it, like in general. I suppose. Um, because there's a there's a lot of variety here, not just in visually locations and places that things you know happen in, right? You don't get set fatigue ever, but I am curious because the the characters and what they're doing are so different. Um, you know, Jason Victor's issues and the council issues are far different than the, the stuff other characters might be doing. They're just, they're they're totally different in terms of how they feel and what's happening. So with the incredible variety you get, I would be curious to see um, mm -hmm. why they didn't like it. Well, maybe as time goes on, we will find more insight. Uh, Mola, please read the Wings quotes for Rags. Thank you. Very well. <laughs> Quote one. <laughs> I am a 450-pound man that can barely walk. My life can't get much worse. Yeah, that's the iconic one. Iconic. Thanks. What do you think of that? What do I think about that quote? I I feel sorry for him, but then I realized, well, he really is to blame 100% in me. He might okay, be the one that's responsible it. for it. We can never know. Maybe yeah. someone's injecting I'm him. I'm sure with, he doesn't like, think so. What is, what is it? in? Um, it's American Dad, right? They're injecting his salary with fat or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I mean, someone... I'm sure he doesn't think so. He often does cite Call of Duty as the reason why his life sucks. Like, he <laughs> Call of Duty Call made of me Duty. fat. Well, he says that Call of Duty ruined his life. Yeah. Um, and it's just... And, and one of the things he gets really mad about is that when he wants to play, like, Siege or something, less people watch than if he's playing Call of Duty. So he feels compelled to stream Call of Duty because more people will watch it. Um, now, of course, you can, you can stream whatever you want. Um, Regardless of how many viewers it will get you, but yeah, it's Call of Duty. People fault. really, yeah, it's like people real will indeed just watch you for a certain thing you stream. Yeah. A lot that's of Smash okay. streamers wind up in that trap. Well, it is a trap for sure. It's it's something that happens when you focus on like one game. But I mean, ultimately, you can just take the hit and have less viewers for a game that you prefer. Yeah, you could just do something that makes you base. happy that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, if it, he's a the worst person to stream who still does it stubbornly probably that's he him. is he is uh yeah 
Uh, the other quote ranks is, I was in perfect health at almost 500 pounds. No way. Is that real? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is, actually. I might have heard that one before, because that's why it was so funny to me. It's like, I, th I think that one is real. I think he said that. You agree with him? I Rex? can believe it. That's the thing. I could totally believe it. <laughs> As to whether I think it's real or not, I will. I, I'm going to say that's real. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that's real. I don't, I think, think, yeah, like, true or false. I don't think the wings quota would lie to us. Like that's that's a important and respected job. I think yeah. the issue here is that if you are a wings quoter, you don't have to make up dumb shit. Nope. You can just take the things he said. To be fair, I think there's a yeah, lot of people like that fulfill Bob. that, like Darkside Phil is one of them. There's a oh, lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the camera was on the whole time. Hello. I remember I watched a video. It was, uh, it was just, it was, it was, um, he was talking about buying used cards and stuff, and it was really funny. Just a lot of the things he was saying, that it was a buyer's market for cars or something. It's just like, <laughs> what are you talking about? A buyer's market for cars. And then something like he never got the BMW that he he uh, he leased serviced for as long as he had it. Yeah. And the reason why was because BMW cars apparently have a diagnosis computer that tells you when you're meant to get service <laughs> or something. It was just really Genius. bizarre. Uh, just watched EFAP ninety three for the twelfth time. It's a good EFAP. Lord of the Rings is good. Have some money. Thank you very much. Rings is good. Yeah, I think it's one of the, the most rewatched EFAPs of all time, uh, along with the Rise of Skywalker one. Never quite track exactly how that happens. Uh, the OT crack a The OT walked so that TLJ could fucking shoot itself. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Uh, yeah. That that got trending the other day, and I saw those people being like, "Are people finally recognizing it's a masterpiece?" It's like no. Long ever. Uh, Hitler gassed the Jawas so that Arcane could run. Also, there were zero Hitler mentions from Rags this stream. You're losing your grip, doggo. <laughs> well, to be fair, in my defense, I wasn't here for a huge portion of the stream. So, there you have it. Mm hmm. Had to peer review an essay for English 1102. It was so incoherent it started giving me a headache, not to mention he had about 1.5 billion commas. Um, yeah, it can have well, a comma, lot of Sometimes the sentence got Comma keep going. overuse, it's not the worst grammatical crime, especially if you're keen on typing as one might speak. Because I like my commas and ellipses to kind of give character to text, but you could go overboard with things, of course. Yeah, maybe there's maybe too many commas like create run-on sentences. Maybe I think that's usually what it ends up being. There's too many, too many commas. You end up. When with... should this sentence end and another one begin? Mm -hmm. Why are we? We're trying to pack so much into this one sentence. Mm -hmm. It just gets exhausting to read. <laughs> um, it was just a Charlie's takeaway that Pim kissed his dad. Yeah, that was funny as hell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty part of the story where he's like, what? <laughs> you kissed your dad? You kissed your dad on the mouth? <laughs> uh, I grew up you surrounded by Super Chats. Oh, look. There it is again. 
So this is a strange one because it all makes sense right up until the end. Anyone else notice that Silco uses makeup? He uses foundation on his eye. He loves. Um, I I think so. So I did eventually notice it. I did not catch it on the first run through, but yes, uh, you'll find that his skin sometimes a lot darker in the uh, parts where he's got the wound, um, but a lot brighter in times where he's he's managed to apply it. It's pretty damn cool. There's a little thing that's happening. I didn't notice that at all. I just don't it's know really that. Sweet. Well, there's one scene, I think it's the scene where he's told, basically when the episode ends, saying, um, you know, someone's alive when he thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he closes his, like, little thing he's got foundation in with the wind, uh, mirror. And... Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but it ends with he loves. I don't know if they're going to make another point or not, but gone. Sorry. He does love. He does love. He loves. Not sure if you guys have talked about it or not, but have you finished season two of Kingdom? I don't hate it, but it feels super off compared to one. Weird contrivances and the characters get dumber. Love yous. Um, bring it, do you want to I, I, I think I, th I appreciate that. Um, I have not seen any of Kingdom. You, yeah. Super Shadow, you basically summarized exactly how I and Mola feel about season one two. was like this building up to be like, this is going to be so fucking cool and then it like was for a little for bit. A bit for like an episode and, and a half a very, and then it became a very different very very different show it really felt like the people writing it switched teams or something because but we know that's weird. not true because it was all written by we one checked, person yeah. uh, there was a lot of choices made that were downright sad to see in terms of what a waste Okay, I guess that's just what you wanted to do. There was still some good bits uh, in Season 2 that I really liked, but I was very disappointed by it, and it was of a particular quality that makes it so that when Season 3 comes around, I'm not going to watch it. I'm out. Uh, there's also a movie, apparently, that me and Fringy could see, but we didn't want it. Nah, <laughs> I'm good. Um, I guess I would still recommend season one and the first episode of season two. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just stop there, and then you're fine. Imagine what the ending was from there. Um, so regarding her uh, sharpshooting, uh, she could use a slingshot. That rags. I'm sorry. Say that again with a slingshot. They're saying that um, you know, like her her usefulness with sharpshooting could come in handy with a slingshot. Uh, those are two entirely different skills. I was going to say that if you wouldn't. I'd be like, shooting a pistol accurately and shooting a slingshot accurately. I feel like those, they may be something transferable there, but that feels like very two different. Yeah, two they, work different they work off of hand-eye coordination. However, the application of that is probably wildly different. Yeah, I haven't, I don't have much sling, like slingshot. It, so even depending on which slingshot you're referring to, as in like the little fork with the the band on it that you put things on, or the swingy one, like a sling, yep. um, both of those are are more, at least as far as I know. Like with a slingshot, you will like like throwing things with a sling. You look at your target. It's kind of like throwing a frisbee. Um, you look at your target when you throw. 
and you just kind of get used to how it feels in your hands and your timing and whatnot. I don't know slingshot in terms of like the rubber band style slingshots. I don't know what your eyes are really looking on. I assume that it's kind of using both. Um, but I, d- I don't see how the, the skills would be transferable. Um, yeah, yeah, I just I don't see it. I don't see it. Been watching our been watching Arcane during the stream. As a straight guy, I found Caitlin extremely attractive. Just found out the truth. Reality is often disappointing. Well, what are you talking <laughs> about? But to be fair, she never actually exists. She's all not a real thing. Then no opportunities missed. You'll be fine. Uh, yo, bisexuality isn't off the table. There's hope. You know what? That's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> who is best girl in Arcane, and why is it Caitlyn? Because we'll give an answer to that. Yeah, all in good time. Vando for sure cares for every one of his kids. He's just a man of many responsibilities, and as such is needed often for the sake of the underground. That's something that's worth considering. That man is busy. He's got shit yeah. tons of things to do, as well as taking care of them for. I think that's why he relies on Vi as a sort of you know, leader for them as well. Comfortable with Um, first super chat. Really liked Arcane, but I really wish Silco said um she's not your sister instead of powder. Felt like a bit fast of a turn for her. I don't think so. Very I think powder saying that after what's just happened makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I think abandoned. it sways Silco into really realizing like, oh wow, we we we've kind of got the same plate going on. Remind, keep in mind, she is desperate for Vi's help. Like, everything that Vi said to her earlier, plus being desperate at that point for her sister to look after her, and she gets punched in the face and then abandoned. I really feel like that's enough from her POV to mm-hmm. say that person is not my family anymore. Especially still in the moment. Exactly. Yeah, I, like, I, like I said earlier, I do think that if Vi came back an hour later and she was still just on the floor sad... Like, come on, let's go home. I feel like that would... There's a lot more to Powder being set on a particular path than simply mm-hmm. Vi leaving for a second and her saying that. That's important. It's the festering, I think, that's going to really inform a lot of what she'll mm-hmm. be thinking. Uh, will there ever be an, another recording similar to So Great... The Not So Great debate, I assume they're referring to? Um, on any new medium in the future that's preferably frustratingly meh, who is going to be the third co-host besides yourself, High Rags? I am so confused by both of these questions. What are they asking? <laughs> I'm legit. Yeah, like, I, what are you talking about? So, best assumption I have about what they're saying here. Will there ever be another recording similar to the not-so-great debate? So, possibly. I, I, I doubt it, but I maybe. If we... F- if we find someone who really wants to debate us on a topic and I mean, I wouldn't be against it, but you'd have to find a special individual. But then you've got as like an add on to that after the questions asked on any new medium in the future, that's preferably frustratingly meh. I don't understand. No uh, idea what that means. Media, a medium. The a medium that's preferably frustratingly meh. If they like meant, a, I thought they I mean maybe they mean hosting it. the debate on like a different platform or something, but then maybe they're talking about media. I don't know why we do that. Yeah, I think they mean a different 
some given show or film or whatever. Hmm. But uh, and then that one's a riddle. The final one is who's going to be the third co-host besides yourself? Who could like, they be? Third co-host. Technically, we're all co-hosts. So there's already three, but if we treat it as though Rags and Fringy are two co-hosts, is there going to be a third one? Then why would you say besides yourself? I don't understand. I'm very confused by level. this. Maybe Fringy yeah. could be a co-host. Let's do Fringy no, for a bit. See worked. how that goes. Maybe. Um, so. But the ending makes sense. Right. It says hi, Rags. Oh, hi. Finally, some <laughs> some sense in this crazy, mad, mad, yes. mad, mad world. <laughs> we did it. Uh, I grew up surrounded by Super Chats about growing up surrounded <laughs> by Super Chats. Number eight. And then, hi, did Rags read the lines? Uh, yes, if you pop back to, I think, two hours ago, you'll be able to tell by scrolling. It'll be when he, he unmutes. Soon after that, he reads them. Yes. Also, sad they probably won't explore Cad Bane's hate for the Empire. He fought for the CIS. Maybe he secretly liked freedom. Look, dude, if they give us any substance at all, just drink It'll it up shit. and run away. Don't let them take that from you. <laughs> just let, them, let you have yeah, some substance. Yeah, the tiniest, tiniest little bit of actual character in this show is something to be treasured. It is, it is precious. When I saw pointed out about the Book of Boba Fett's, uh, certainly the last episode, was that, like, there are so few conversations. And then you just think about, like, when two characters explore a fucking concept. How many times in uh, our coverage of the first three Arcane episodes did we talk about a conversation between two people and what they said and what it means and the subtext? Like, so much to draw. Many? We did many, yeah. Obviously, sorry, you weren't necessarily here for a lot of it, so. <laughs> but yes, we did many. Oh, I mean, like even like just referencing the amount of conversations that take place. They, mm -hmm. for starters, they exist and they're constant because characters are characters, and that's what characters do with other characters. They talk about things and they have perspectives. Yes. Boba Fett in the Mandalorian, to pretty much the exact same degree, they are just astonishingly, astonishingly lacking in just conversations about things it's either exposition or they're really quick just it's, it's here's like, what we will do they're really fucking quick and the thing that this person highlighted was one of some of the longest conversations between luke and the baby you're like yeah where there's just like nothing you can draw out of it it's, because it, it's luke at the baby exactly um and, and even weirder is the fact that Luke is, is doing that weird please take this choice shit. Uh, don't, don't be doing attachment, though. Why is he doing that? Why, why is there any tension where the baby's gonna pick up a sword or armor? I can't believe we're at this point. It's a very strange world we're in. Um, Choose the sword or the armor. This this seems like the kind of decision that you would give to someone after years and years of training. And even then, you're like, I don't know. Why do, why do we have to adhere to these old ways? What are, what are we not reforming a little bit? Do we not see where not allowing people to have attachments can sort of like fuck us over? And like, you know, like uh, you're saying. Because Ahsoka Bailey says fucking anything in the episode anyway of of note. But one of the things she says is. Something like sure. you remind me of your father, something like that, right? Which is like that. to me, like it frustrates like me father, when she says shit yeah. like that because I'm just like, you haven't 
fucking earned that. Go away. Like, you're just stealing <laughs> a line that you know will work, and of course it worked. People shared the fuck out of that line. They're like, what an amazing line, blah, blah, blah. Compared to, like, like Arcane, because that's what we've been talking about. When Vanda says, oh. um, whatever, like, they end up fucking up on you, and we said, like, immediately as an interpretation, it would be talking about his, uh, his self as a leader of, of the Undercity as yeah, well as them. Yeah, mistake from the um, past, yeah. But that's not, like, just randomly said, and then we talk about that. It's like, you're, you're thinking about everything that's happened up to this point. Her role as the leader, her fuck-up in regard to not, you know, properly uh, performing this job and that Powder has exploded a thing and is causing all these other problems. Um, there's a lot... The fact that like he has to take everyone out of the room to tell her this very important piece of information because he's and seeing himself in her. There's all these like layers and elements that are coming into why that being said is really meaningful. You have like so many lines in 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 the Boba Fett show. Well, just anything made by Disney these days. It's just like I, you know, we're ex half expecting. It's like, what does Cad Bane say? And someone's like, oh, he always says uh, "pawaz" when he kills someone. I can't wait for him to say that in this show. You're just like, a t s t a t s t. And he does. And then he does, and everyone goes, oh my god, that was so amazing. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, like, there's no, oh, maybe the finale will be good, or anything like that for me, because it's just like, well, just look at the rest of the season. We're in for some garbage. It'll always be garbage. They just don't take any time to develop or grow anything. They just... bonked. They just want to keep you busy until the next thing comes out. Which is why, yes. <laughs> Appreciate Arcane while it's here. It's one of those kind of neat. One um, of them gems. I wish that Javicia Leslie had left Batwoman so that they could outdo themselves for season three and put in a trans woman. I mean, Ooh, they that would be a step up. That's the next step up. Yep. Yeah, I think so. That would, would actually kind of line I'll, up. They would do that. I um, think maybe that... actually. I don't know because I wonder. On the scale, I don't she's know if... Muslim. I'm trying. To, I, I don't know what the the highest oppression points winner would be, but um, people are talking about that for the doctor. I think it's as trans well. these days. Um, have you got any they shows go in and that out have of Vogue. It was Muslim for a while, but I think it's trans yeah. now. Yeah. Who knows what to expect from Batwoman? Uh, uh, we we are gonna obviously. The, some people think like the Batwoman stuff is over. It's like it ain't. It's on hiatus for now because just lots of things happening at the same time. We're gonna be. Uh... But uh, that's yeah. The trust last... me, if it were up to if it were up to me, I'd already be up to season three and everything like that. But it's not. So, I mean, it is up to me. But like, if I could, like, keep my schedule like behaving itself. We would have been there already. Um, but that's the last super chat that I just read, by the way. Ooh! Means oh, wow! At almost 11 hours, we are able to uh, bring this stream to a close. Um, I was gonna say, well, Duma would be the first person to talk about what's, what's going on. I don't know if he's here. I think he might have died. He might have died. Boomer. He might have died. Oh... I hope not. I hope he's fine. Uh, but there are links to the channels, if, which if you may have interest in checking out. Our plan is, since we only got through three episodes, to do this again. But with the next three episodes, and maybe even do all six in one, or we'll do 
three and super chats and then three and super chats again. Um, Fans on our speed. Yes. Now, Daspolshit and Theo are two of, I think, the only guests who don't really have anything to promote at the end of a stream. So, nope, not really. <laughs> which means... Theo, tell us someday. what show you're going to ruin next. Do it. Uh, what am I going to ruin next? Uh, is there anything that I... I can't think of any spicy opinions I have right now, I'm afraid, in terms of shows. That's not fun. I'll come back with one. Yeah, there'll always be more. Just, yeah. Do you have any that you've been saving for a rainy day, or or uh, for a sunny day, I should say? Hmm. you have any rain clouds you've been storing to rain <laughs> on, on people's parades? I mean, I can grumble about the Matrix some more, but I feel like that's entire <laughs> fun. Matrix grumbling. Yeah, I'm good to grumble either. So what I'll say is that um, the Big Jungus project video is just being worked on, and the Book of Boba Fett is being worked on, and there's plans now for theoretically the next three EFAPs. It wasn't exactly a intentional, but there's plenty of things on the way that we're all going to be interested in, as well as Wednesday catch-up stream. I couldn't do it this Wednesday because I was in an interview with Drinker and Jason Fleming. Um, if you Google oh. that, uh, YouTube it rather, you'll you'll be able to find it. I believe it is on uh, the Outcast. Oh, fuck, I've forgotten the second part of their name. It's the Outcast something. Um, I don't, I don't, I, can't, I don't think it's Collective. It might be. Uh, yeah, that was that was some fun. If you want, if you want to check that out. But other than that, I will see you in a pre-recorded format of Boba Fett, and then on Wednesday in stream format. Um. Ringo, Rago, is there anything you guys would like to say before we run sunset? Oh, I don't think so. I'm uh no, I'm 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 really tired. I've had a longer than a longer day than I thought I would. Um Didn't you so do a dog I don't want to keep on the whole Peter Dinklage thing. Yeah, I did. I actually have um it's like a 40 something minute one that I just recorded cuz I I found an article that was funny. And I just went through the article. It's rendered and uh, everything. I just need to publish it. But it seems like every day around noon or so, I just I'm just tired. I've had a wonky sleep schedule. I think it's maybe it's the weather. It's been like icy and stuff here and really cold. And I'm lethargic for whatever reason. I don't know. We'll get that taken care of, though. Oh, I can release it tomorrow. I can do that around noon tomorrow, around uh, about an hour before EFAP time. I can go ahead and uh, release that. That should be fun. There you go. Yeet. Oh, and people saying I should have mentioned, yes, uh, there is a catch-up stream for Drinker's Open Bar tomorrow that I'm there for. Um, I think Fringy might not be here, unfortunately. And so... Oh, oh that's a shame. I am here. Whoops, oh. I forgot I was muted. Yeah, I am here. I uh, got nothing to report at the moment, just working on them projects. The Chungus video, the comic. We're doing other Cosmos this week. Bit. I missed last week, but we'll be back bit. on it this week. And uh, that's all I got right now. Very well. Okay. I'm also very right. tired. <laughs> uh, the Outcast Creative, that's what the channel was called. And the uh, uh, James has linked the link to the podcast, or stream, I guess you should oh. call it, um, in the chat. Other than that, I shall read the, the other two that came in. Um, Unbreaded <laughs> Stream Massives, thanks you all so much. 
No problem. I hated this show and this stream, but no hard feelings. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, nobody can uh, fault you for not Man. being honest. I was going to say, that's a long time. You gave it a chance, and that's what I appreciate. <laughs> you gave it a good chance. If it didn't, if the stream on the show didn't earn your engagement, I don't know. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, one more. That's it. Love y'all. Thank you very much. That said, thank you all for watching. We shall see you the next time we see you. Goodbye. Yeah, we will. And, and we're going to have yeah. so much fun. This show's fun. Have a great amount of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll see you then, everyone. Thanks for showing up and listening to us talk about something we hate. Bye, boy. Because we don't enjoy anything. Yeah. Bye.